I'm gonna go live uh, now. Talk more about this right. furiocracy. How would you govern in a furiocracy? Like, what would monogamy the monogamy is banned? Monogamy is banned. Monogamy. Do you mean like the electoral process? Your oh, well, would there even be an you. electoral process oh, in a in a furiocracy? Maybe it'd be like a, you know, like uh, it, it'd be tried by you know combat determines. No, furries won't fight. No, no, um, no, no, not combat. Trial by yif. Your social status in society is determined by how many um, diseases trial, you have. Oh, trial no. by bulge. Trial by mulch. Trial by bulge. Oh. You have to so so the candidates will stand um, among their uh, among the people who have the right to vote, and you vote for the candidate. Well, you know it's not it's not really voting, but uh, whoever's uh, bulge gets nuzzled the most uh, becomes the leader of the of whatever it is they're deciding. You only get the right to vote after they know you're going to vote for the right person. Then you get the right to vote. I, I do like that. The, the vote for the right person. Mm. It's just a great little, nice little, like, sen sentence. That's that absolutely what furries would do. They'd be like, oh, we don't think you'd vote for who you need to vote for. So you don't get the right to vote. No, why don't they just, you know, uh, bring out, like, a really shitty two-party system so that you, whoever you vote for, you're still trapped voting for, like, very status quo now, things here's a here's a nice little uh interesting question is there a better system than a two-party system 10 yes. party system what what would that system be do you think it's the same um, one but with 10 the, the fucking word is out of my brain right now what is it when uh preference-based voting is that the word oh. Um, I mean, we have preference-based voting in Australia, but it's still two parties. It's Labour and the Liberal, like, Liberal Coalition. So it's preference, but there's still two major parties. What I mean is, do you have one that has more than two parties that's actually viable as a system of government? I don't know an example of one, but Canada, surely... I think, three. I think Canada has three major parties, but from what I understand, that means that there's never a majority government, and when there's not a majority government, it's difficult to get things done. It's kind of the reason why I'm not sure that there's a better system than two-party. I feel like the systems, um, even if they had multiple parties, would always end up to two eventually. Yeah, because two is more competitive than three. What if you, what if you have a... a uh... Like a, a a very a, a large number of parties, but you do it on a knockout basis. Oh, uh, so that by the end you have two parties left, and they're going to have it. You know, they're going to control everything. That, but every party had a run. Two parties with candidates a, being knocked out. I feel like that would uh, basically just be what we have anyway, <laughs> right? We the two parties that we have are the two successful ones. With yeah, we mostly just skip the other part. <laughs> yeah, like. That's why I'm I'm not sure. Can we go back to the furiocracy? Yes. <laughs> you say let's go back to it, and then you don't develop it, Jay. What the fuck? Um, uwu. Oh no, that's not that's not developing. It. Uwu. <sighs> disgusting. Anyway, Just welcome to EFAP number eight five eighty five eight hundred and five. Um, we're we're kicking on. With the dreaded prequel arc, as it got, it got, it got started wonderfully <laughs> with it's a, a brilliant adventure, and uh, <laughs> we're on part two. 
which is to uh, <laughs> to to be checking out uh, a certain YouTuber who of of popular merit, uh, ripping into him. So we, of course, will be absolutely ready to uh, to assess such a such a thing and, and and be like, you know what, you're right, Cosmo, or you know what, you're wrong. That that could happen either way. Jay, what do you think of Cosmo Variety Hour? You you've covered him what seventeen times now. Um, I have. Mm, I'm sure he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll say about him. I'm sure are, are he's a nice cool? guy. Not here? really. Like he might be a dick, but <gasps> as far as I know, he's not. So. Wow. Well, either way, uh, we got to ask a question quick. For Mr. Fringy, he's the only person who hasn't answered this yet on this particular cast. Anyway, Fringy, what's better? No, you're not allowed to ask any questions. You just have to choose one: Christmas or Halloween. Um, I prefer Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I like Christmas. It's obvious. Yeah. I knew he was going to make the right choice. He's a smart man. Yeah, I think I think Christmas is way better. I, I mean, I think Halloween's cool, but yeah, yeah Halloween's Christmas all right. Is a, Christmas cool. is awesome. The, it's I a good backup, the, you know. I think uh, my view on it is the lead up to Christmas I hate, but Christmas Day I like. Oh, is it weird having like? It's not even lead up to Halloween because it's like, oh, I guess Halloween it's over. Well, see, no, you you've made a mistake there because everyone hates the lead up to Christmas; it's lame. While everyone invents a lead up to Halloween because it's awesome. We treat all of October as a lead up to Halloween because of how cool it is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I think Halloween's cool and all, but a lot of that's just because of the Simpsons Halloween specials. You know, <laughs> House of Horror. <laughs> I don't know, right? Halloween improves TV, we know this. It's just true. Uh, uh, Christmas yeah, makes uh, TV worse. Christmas does, does typically make TV worse, usually lame. I mean, I mean, but there, there's been some... You don't want to watch all those Christmas sweet Hall Hallmark movies? Ugh. Or, uh... Oh, God. <laughs> God. Where a woman returns to her hometown and then meets a guy and the same story happens to We need times. zombies in there. That's that's what's missing. Zombies, I, I ghosts. Have, oh, there has probably, hasn't there? There's, a there's gotta be, a, yeah, there's loads of zombie Christmas movie, movies, probably. No? I mean, but you, you're forgetting that, you know, Die Hard, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, is also one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree you know? with that. We've got plenty of amazing horror movies, though, and that's the thing. Halloween gets a genre. Christmas gets a genre, but it's not, you know... Yeah, but, but Chris, remember, Christmas genre is like the superhero genre. Whoa, now. What do you mean? <laughs> it could be anything. It just needs to have Christmas in it. In the same you mean way... fine, but overrated? And not... <laughs> We, we've talked about this more, like the whole idea of, you know, superhero genre doesn't tell you anything other than Well, yeah, but Christmas, it has to be set at Christmas. Superhero, yeah, it just has to have somebody with powers in it. Like, I feel like one right, is more broad than the Christmas other. Christmas tells you kind of, uh, generally it will tell you the tone. Yeah, like, that's Die the Hard, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but it's not really a Christmas genre, is it? Well, I mean, it's set during Christmas, so surely that's all it means to be a Christmas movie, is that it's set during Christmas. What do you, well, what are we supposed to do with movies that have, like, a portion of their time set at Christmas, or Halloween? A portion of their time? Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe we just need to set some arbitrary... Uh, <laughs> it's really <laughs> important that we nail this. I love discussions of genre. Oh, yeah, genre discussions, my, my forte. I am Iron Man 3, like, surely it is. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? When did it come out? Hang on. It came out in April. 
Yeah, <laughs> so it's open. not a Christmas movie, surely. <laughs> well, but if you yeah, watch the movie, it's very Christmassy. Yeah, people remember Thriller came out November 31st, so that ain't no Halloween album. I don't know if we should judge it by when they release. There is no November 31st, it's just November 30th. Yeah, November, it came out in November. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you got that wrong and you're just like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Rags, our temporal system November is important, it okay? Out, it came out November 30th. Wait, Fringy, well. isn't Christmas warm in Australia? Like, yeah, it's not it's even winter here, time. So... Christmas is often about 40 degrees. Yeah, it's uh, hot and it doesn't I mean, rain and it doesn't snow. To be fair, sure, isn't like the coldest day of the year in Australia still going to be pretty warm? Well, let's put it into perspective. Uh, in the city that I live in, the coldest temperature that we ever recorded was like negative point zero, uh, negative point two. It, yeah. it does not get cold here. It doesn't get cold. I don't most know, negative here. is pretty cold to me. Well, yeah, but but what I mean is like this is at three a.m. in the morning in like June, and oh, this is and Celsius, then it's pop- right? Yeah, Celsius. Oh, yeah, sorry, Anna. Yeah, Celsius. So that's like negative. That's positive Fahrenheit. So I don't, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Fahrenheit doesn't make sense to me. Don't fuck with Fahrenheit. <laughs> Down. What with is Fahrenheit. that in Kelvin, Free? Uh, Kelvin. Oh, shit. Um, did you say Kelvin? Did you say Did you say Kelvin? Oh, Kelvin. Kelvin. Okay. Good. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know Kelvin. Oh, I don't mean to be much louder than everybody. Someone just said I am. The French theologian, John oh, Calvin. You're always much louder than everybody. I mean, according to the levels on OBS, mostly everybody is fine. So, I don't know what to tell you. Chat, how is it looking? Sorry. How warm is it in Protestant Reformation units? Yeah. What? What is that? What is that? You don't know? Wow. Well, I mean, it'd be in Protestant... I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, eh? We all understand. How, how warm is it in, in baboon body temperatures? Baboon body Six. temperatures? How many baboon... That's fucking warm. Six isn't warm. So it's six, six degrees above. Temperatures. Six would be, no, no, no. Six would be very, would be very six dead. times the body temperature of a baboon. Oh, okay. So, oh, oh, I, thought, so... I thought baboon body temperature would be zero, and then it would go up and down from there. So thanks I mean, for... Uh, Thanks for reminding me about numbering the title. I'm for some reason I've done that twice now. I'm retarded. I just leave the hashtag oh out of there. Hashtag. Apparently, um, a baboon's body temperature is between five point three and forty-one degrees Celsius. So That's I was right. Six. Helpful. So it varies greatly. Oh, does it? Does it include? Life. I was gonna say, does it include dead baboons? Yeah. Between <laughs> temperature and what it should be. Yeah. Five degrees, like <laughs> five degrees room temperature. Well, hang on, how does that even average out? Is, would it depend on where all of them from, and where they moved to? There's lots of variables here. Like, I... Yeah, the baboons in Africa are way hotter than the baboons in Antarctica. <laughs> oh, yeah, so all the baboons in Antarctica. I know. met a baboon yeah, in Antarctica. They're chilly, they're shivering. They're asking the penguins, how do you put up with this shit? <laughs> all day, every day. Well, you how know, do penguin... you live this charade? Dude, <laughs> this is no way to live. <laughs> Like, I mean, even though there's nothing there, there's penguins, you know, and mountains occasionally, and then a lot of just ice. Dude, penguins are awesome, man. Oh, yeah, they're great. Have you seen the the things that get shared on Reddit and stuff like Elijah Wood? Penguins in like post battles. Uh, We don't talk about Happy Feet 2. Wait, do you mean have we seen the sequel to Happy Feet, Happy Feet 2, or have you seen Happy Feet also? Uh, The sequel to Happy Feet. 
Thank I you for clarifying that. Does no, Elijah Wood return as the voice actor of the protagonist? Whatever his name is, Flippy or whatever. Mumbo. I like how oh, that's Mumbo. what you would give a name to some animal that has flippers. Oh, Flippy. You know, just yeah, like you like name human beings. Names of the kangaroos are like Pouchy. Well, Pouchy, Jumpy, you know, retarded. Pouchy, Jumpy. Instead of something like cool, like, uh, I don't know, Calvin or Ed. Uh, I, I'm stuck I, on I Pouchy know. and Jumpy. Well, I mean, Pouchy could describe Blinky. most mus. Like, do, do you know how many marsupials there are in Australia? They all have pouches. A hundred. Call a koala. So, I, regardless of how many, I, so are there three marsupials? Four. There's four, right? A lot more mus. Four. It's like I, I'm dozens of marsupials. Four. See, I said a hundred. That's closer. Well, I mean, let's a, go through the list. You got four is closer to a dozen. No, you said dozens. You said dozens. dozens. I said dozens. And I interpreted that um, as as seven dozens. Well, it depends. Are we going to break it down into like the subspecies or just the broad like kangaroo wombats? Yeah, like, like kangaroo, that. not like Wilson's oh, kangaroo no. in Kangaroo Jack. I, I care about Wilson's kangaroo. There's kangaroo and wallabies. Uh, so we've got kangaroos, wallabies, wombats, um, we've got quokkas, um, we've got uh, bandicoots, um, we've got possums, we've got um, Tasmanian devils, um, we've got, ta well, we had the Tasmanian tiger, that was a, that was a marsupial. It's not a dog, and it's not a cat. What so happened to it? Did you kill it? It was not a dog. Uh, yeah, it got hunted to extinction in like 1920s. So the last one died in 1928. So uh, good job, settlers. You killed well, the I most interesting you, animal. If you like, can't survive was. humanity, fair, maybe you, you don't them, deserve to. If you, if you call them Tasmanian devils, I think people might want to be like, oh, I need to get rid of those. Yeah, rid of those. Because they, it's because they screech. Um, they they screech a lot. Uh, not like <laughs> that. I think it's still one I like Tasmanian devils are the... Like <laughs> the SJWs uh, yeah, of Australia. <laughs> so I guess these people just think that after when Noah's Ark, you know, when it was done, the floodwaters receded, or when they didn't. Uh, so all the, all the marsupials got together after the Ark opened up, and they all somehow got to Australia and a coordinated. They were plumb to Australia, you yeah, know, right, but like they... nowhere else. Um, specifically, they, some of them probably went to Antarctica and then promptly died. Yeah, they were like, I'm going with the penguins. The penguins are cool. We yeah. we, we we became friends on the Ark. We're gonna gonna go to Antarctica. Oh, all that well, space. There were only two of them on the Ark, so if they die, that's what lowered well, yeah. more species before. But they went to the wrong habitat did, and all died out. Did the Ark like drop the everybody idea. off? Did it like go to loads of different areas and drop no, everyone it didn't. off? No, it went to. It stopped on a rock, and then everybody got out. And no, just went I don't like that vision. <laughs> <laughs> who had to wait? Where was this rock? Who had to walk the farthest? Uh, it was probably in the Middle East. Like, oh, I thought he meant Iraq, not a rock. Like, oh, it, well, it might have been Iraq. Who knows? It could have been Iraq. <laughs> a big rock in Iraq. Some deserty Middle Eastern place is where it finally just sort of settled, and all the animals all just dispersed. All the, yeah, all the polar bears and the penguins no, the were like, Jesus bears, Christ, they... we gotta walk a real good far way. <laughs> they like the poles. I like the idea that the polar bears were like, "Fucking hell, nowhere!" Here, all of the, all like the snakes, and all the lizards in the, in the desert, are like, "Oh yeah, this right. is great, I've yeah, good job, yeah, I like this, honestly, I, I, yeah, this is great." 
Oh, Polar Bear's getting to his little like car with his little tie and hat, and he's like, "Fucking piece of shit, no one." <laughs> <laughs> then the possums get out, and they're like, "How the fuck am I gonna get to North America?" I like the uh, I like the like, idea. I don't know. I like the idea of like Noah getting out because the boat was there for like what six months or something, and he goes back to his car and he's got a parking ticket, <laughs> many many parking tickets. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, exactly. Damn, this is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like y you see, there was a parking inspector who had scuba gear who walks past and I like, you think you get past me? You know. Did I ever? <laughs> did I ever say on on EFAB, like our oh, religious education teacher in uh, secondary school, or high school, I guess. Uh, would uh, try and tell these stories from the Bible, but our class was assholey. Uh, I say assholey. This should be this should be just normal. Everyone was just asking questions as you do. Um, pretty sure I mentioned this before. I feel like I have maybe a hundred fucking efaps ago. I don't know. The the uh, there was a there was a girl who said, "Isn't it disgusting that Noah had to have sex with his kids?" And our teacher was just like, "No, God didn't make it a sin yet." <laughs> Oh my god. It's only the Cain and Abel thing that comes up. The, the insane inbreeding. I hope and, you really, really liked your family members. And, uh, yeah, and it, it, it's something I'll never forget because it evolved into, oh, so he changed his mind? He was wrong about something? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He always planned to change his mind. That's always how it was going to go. It was like, um... That was his fetish. He was into <laughs> incest. And then he he just it's like phases, you know. Then you just sort of get out of it. You're not really into it anymore. And you're like, ah, it's not okay. If I can't enjoy it, no one can. And then the uh, the way she would stop it all would be like, okay, I'll I'll answer these questions after class. And as soon as class is over, it's like, no, fuck this, we're out. <laughs> like we yeah, don't. She, she's out the door. No chance. How, how do you explain these things? That's what I mean. Like, I don't think he, she even believed in it. She was just reading it out like, listen, I don't know what this God means. <laughs> serious ways. All you need to know is well, that. Well, I mean, I mean, the interesting one is. So, like, maybe God should have told her not to look back so that she didn't turn into a pillar of salt. Maybe she should not have said, maybe he should, yeah, maybe he should have said, don't turn around or you'll turn into a pillar of salt. I feel like he probably turned around. Even then, I f even then, I feel like, you know, maybe we don't have to turn her into a pillar of salt for looking <laughs> yeah, at something. Yeah, just let her look. Maybe, just uh... let her look. Maybe, maybe turning into a pillar of salt is a metaphor for just getting really salty. Turning what, getting told me that your home well, got yeah, destroyed be, by yeah, brimstone fire? Like, yeah. <laughs> I destroyed your home. Like, oh. I love the pillar of salt. It's just like, why are salt? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who salt. wrote that was probably like, this sounds pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this well, I mean, great. It's, it's funny. Well, now it's everyone's going to do the moral lesson of and this, punishes, which is punishes. don't be gay. God had more punishments lined up, like, you know, turning someone to, into, like, a sphere of paprika. <laughs> and they just roll away into the sea or something. And they just yeah, dissolve, and it's like, wild. oh no! All you know, the, all the polar bears trying to get to the North Pole are crossing was, by, and they eat you. It was a big old gay plan, though. He decided to make it, like, a, a no-no, to make everyone like, ooh, that's forbidden, ooh. Being the big gay. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, the the moral you learn from that story is don't look at cool things, or else you turn into a like dinner. You you uh, you you turn into <laughs> seasoning. <laughs> like no, anything but that. Oh yeah. Whenever I'm cooking, I always put pepper and Lot's wife on my food. It tastes great. <laughs> Should change the name of salt to Lot's wife. Lot's wife. <laughs> 
These stories are metaphorical, you fucks. <laughs> like, oh, right, right. I still don't get it. Yeah, it's a metaphor that you, you know, the metaphorical story about don't be gay. Starting off with that nice and controversial there. <laughs> God, God, made, uh, God made being gay a sin so he could feel dirty as he did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's where, yeah, that's where the thrill comes in. He's like, I'm violating God slash my law. That's also why he made incest a sin. Oh, no. Yeah, if you if you make it legal, the thrill is just not. Oh, is that there. gonna be the it's big gone. reveal in the Bible too? God had a sister the whole time called Godina. The Bible too. Oh, it's just Jesus. He likes it's the like boogaloo. Oh. Well, I mean, it's uh, it would have been Godette, right? You know, that's that's what it is. When it's just the, woman, the woman version of a man is just that with et as a. Uh, well, you can do you can do Ina as well. Ina is something that a lot of people do. God um, goddess. Oh, God, I, I guess we, I guess, I guess we could use Godass. Mrs. God. Mi yeah. Miss God. It's ma'am. No, it's Ms. God. She's not married. Yeah. It's, She's yeah, there's three woman. in one. I mean, They're in a yeah. polygamous relationship with themselves. Oh, I was going more on the, uh, she's, you know, she's got her own stuff going on. She's going to start up uh, her own business. What's her mean? Side in between she's, universe. She, she runs yeah, an Etsy point. store. Bible 2 is going to be a, like all these different Ooh. side stories that we never even knew about. All these different characters. And this, this is going to recontextualize wow. a lot of what we knew. Yeah, I all mean, the if, weird character development in the Bible. We're going to well, finally... I mean, if, if, if the Bible is the main saga, maybe uh maybe hers will be like, you know, the Mandalorian, but her. Like, you know, just going <laughs> on adventures. <laughs> I wanna know what the side stories are. I wanna know what like I wanna know more what, about this universe. What's going on in it, you know? Dude, you could make an expanded universe. Well, I mean, ex I say expanded universe, it's just the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say, you know, like Independence Day or any movie that addresses like the outside of Earth that is stolen history is like, oh my god, Earth expanded law. <laughs> Earth expanded law, <laughs> just whatever's yeah. happening. And it's like, oh, we're in Africa this time. Ooh, exciting. You never know anything about that, do you? <laughs> I'm surprised by how little people know about African like history. <laughs> there was a lot of cool stuff there. Like Mali, what was the name of the, uh, what was the richest guy in the world? What was his name? Uh, God damn it. I was trying to make a point about how interesting African history is, and I don't even remember the name of the guy. <laughs> Just for well, you should have paid for better marketing. What was, uh, what was, uh, no, it's the, the richest guy. It was the, um, oh, Mansa Musa. That's his name. Yeah. Richest guy in the world, Mali Empire. Neat. If I was the richest guy in the world, I'd pay for a better name than that. Dude, that's a Mansa cool Musa. name. Yeah. What's wrong Mansa with Mansa Musa? Musa? His first name is Mansa. <laughs> and his last name is Musa. You know he's a real man, you know? He's a Chad. He ain't one of these- Yeah, like, it's not Voldemort, but it's it's still pretty cool. Do we want to talk Voldemort about the whole Twitchemote thing? Of dying. Oh, I suppose. we. Is everyone willing to, you know, be here for like 10 hours? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I might not make it that long. Oh no, we haven't even started our intro yet. I have intro things. Oh, do you? This is the free intro. This is the intro to the intro. God. We've evolved as podcasters. We now have a pre-intro. Then we move into the intro. So the, then the first thing on our intro would be... We already talked about this. I don't know what we're going to say in total, but simping emotes are being banned from Twitch for misogynism. If they said it's for misogyny... Yeah, there's like articles to do with how it's like, uh, at least this is what I've gotten from Geeks and Gamers, like because he, he was covering a, an article about it that says like it's it's a misogynist sort of uh, slur slash label 
even though it's against men. Well, yeah, th- as we discussed, it's you could argue for both. It's like, oh wow, the whammon is only worth getting sex from in terms of being nice to them. But I still think that's you know, it, who does it hurt more? What do you what do you guys reckon? Man's well, or the whammon? It hurts, it hurts the guy more, of course. I would imagine it's it. Just like, what? It's those sexist uh, like those uh, sexist systems that just put both like into a box. And doesn't like it's like if you if you are anything other than that box, then yeah, you're fucked by that system. Which is why. Well, I mean, what I would say though is like if you're an attractive woman, that doesn't necessarily restrict you because you <laughs> could be intelligent, you could be resourceful. You're being told be that like, men are questing for your vajay. That's that's you know that's something. That's in any you could that could be a compliment in some circles. I'm not uh, hearing any affirmation yeah, it's there. It's restrictive to a certain role. Well, only if you choose to be a Twitch streamer, you know, like you could just wear it. I mean, yeah, surely the guy who's the simp is the one who back. loses. But it's in, he in, has... the, uh, in the instances where it's like applied incorrectly, though. Oh, like, well, what I mean, I thought what we mean is like, like who's worse off, the thought or the simp, in which case he's <laughs> definitely the simp. Oh, yeah, the the simp is, who's worse off? <laughs> As in a full-on, like, just a genuine thought versus simp scenario, yeah, the, the the simp is getting fucking played. But, like, in all circumstances where you might use the word, if you're using the word to be, like, say some guy is being nice to some girl, and people are like, oh, oh right. simp. Right, that's the kind right. of situation yeah, but, where it hurts that, women. That's like, obvious. Oh, so, so the scenario there is, wow, guy, you're only being nice for sex, which is like, wow, that sucks. And then, wow, girl, he's only being nice to you because he wants your sexism. So that's, that's the right, offense yeah. being delivered to both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it hurts, it hurts men when it's true and women when it's false. How does it hurt uh, women that... when it's false? Because, well, they're, it's false. Yeah, because it's the because assumption that the woman only, like, they're only being nice to a woman because they want the poon. But how does that hurt the woman? Because, like, the, if that's not true, then the woman has something else to offer that's not the... No, you, that's you that's making the, assumption about... I guess um, the way that it um... could be harmful would be, like, if, if what happens is that people start to just, like, look at a, a woman as having, like, less value or something, it's like, oh, well, you're just, you know, being... Like, as if... As if the only, yeah, actually, no, I don't think it, I don't think it hurts a woman in that instance here. Actually, I'm not sure that it does. Well, just picture being a lady, and someone's talking to you, and then someone else is for like, "That guy's only talking to you." Oh, right. It must be kind of like demoralizing to be. Yeah, you're like, I offer more than just. Yeah, yeah, that. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just find it hilarious that they're gonna block emotes for it. Are they gonna block the the word simp then in chat? Are they gonna oh, dude, make that on. bannable? Like, maybe be, now you can't say simple or simplicity. Yeah, you can't say simple. Well, that's offensive anyway, because that's like saying someone's stupid. You can't do that. You know what will happen yeah, if they ban the word simp? They will find a new word. Yeah, of course there'll be a new word. And then they'll yeah, ban I mean, simp is already, like, the fourth fucking word in, for, to mean whatever this means. It'll well, be yeah, fucking, cause... like, somp. I want to see somp catch up. <laughs> somp. That's, that's the thing, right? It's like, simp is almost an evolution. Well, I mean, it, it's not the same as a cuck, but it feels like cuck has fallen out of parlance. <laughs> Falling out, yeah. Yeah. Chuck is someone who has had. No, no, no he, I, he I, said I there's a difference. difference. Yeah, just like ba- beta right. jumps into this group of words as well. Yeah, like yeah. beta, simp, cuck, um, worthless, yeah, disgusting, troglodyte. You know, it's just they're all in there. <laughs> 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 I just um, 
I, I, uh, I think we mentioned it before we started, but I think the simp economy can only exist in our, the modern landscape. You, you didn't have, it wasn't so easy to be a simp, you know, 50 yeah, years ago. Yeah, everyone's away. got way more money, so you can just sit around and throw money at women who don't give a fuck about I think you. It's, uh, I think it's a lot of things, right? That... Yeah, it yeah. is a lot of things. Because it's Prime, the whole idea. The economy of... part is because they have this expendable income to just throw at women on the internet because yeah. you think that you're going to well, have a chance with her ever. But you can well, think, you, you can it... simp for guys as well, though, right? Um, yeah, it just doesn't happen, though. That's the oh. thing. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it does. No, it does. Ha oh. It absolutely happens, but it's not the uh, it's not it's the stereotype. Not the same. I would say that you're not I doing it for the to the same extent. Some some weird romantic or sexual or odd relationship kind of connection yeah because it's a it's a weird paradigm right it's like and it's the whole i think it has a lot to do with the whole um stacked i guess you know like if, if you're a personality or like a celebrity or something people know you but you don't know those people they you know there's an there's asymmetrical information uh in those instances People so need like to go outside and yeah. talk to real people. Well, I mean, it's, no, it's illegal. It's social distancing. It's yeah. Well, what? Yeah. When it's over. So anyway, <laughs> I have provided a watch together link. We got. We got. We, before we get to our main event, there's just something. There's something to check out, right? And it's funny. There's, there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of extratisms to it as well. But we'll we'll play it first. I want to see everyone give a reaction. And then I'll contextualize it because I'm I'm that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> so everybody everybody jump in if you can. Yeah, we got I got four so far. Someone's missing Jay. How did you know? I didn't. But we no, guessed. I, I love Spider-Man Home. Oh Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so so some in chat will know where I'm going with this. This is not a video we're covering. We can't cover 25 minutes of video before covering our 40 minute video, okay? It's not gonna happen. So, oh, exactly. are, are we out of the pre intro? Are we into the intro? This is the intro now, yeah. So, 22, we'll go, we'll go 1740. Reading from uh, watch. Oh, yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, I know. So, <clears throat> the only context you need just, just to react to this bit, uh, you've all seen Far From Home, yes? Mm -hmm. Budaman? No. Oh. Nope. Oh well, you, I have. It, it, you don't. It, you'll just. You'll. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, the uh, the the thing here is, it's a brown table video talking about the fundamental flaws of Far From Home and uh, High Top Films, who we've covered previously, has a little has a little cameo in there, and we're gonna uh, we're just gonna listen to something. Watching every Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, I know wait, it's a why did I get dragons back? Oh. No. Did that. I'm still I'm still seeing Cats versus Invisible Wall. Oh, okay. Well. You need to reload the video then, yeah. Oh, there it goes. Oh jeez, we're bouncing all wait, over wait, the place. Wait, we watched the first five seconds because that's also confusing. Okay. I love Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I know that's a weird way to start a video, but I have to say it. There we go. I love <laughs> that was a weird way to start a video. I like a movie. It's... That's weird. <laughs> I don't it's never weird for me to begin by saying what I like. Because I like some art. It's a table thing to do. It's like... Yeah, he likes it, some art. It's not like it breaks He does not like also like, some art, though. Like, Why'd you say that, man? What? Why? Why was that the thing that you decided to say? Well, I mean, there's a part in this video where he said, "Like, I'm not forcing you to agree with me." It's like, yeah, thanks, dude. Like, <laughs> like you'd be forcing me to agree with well, you. Well, 
it's we're, possible. In fairness, we're a part of the community that thinks that's retarded. They're a part of the community that thinks you have to do that. Like that's that's one of yeah, the biggest like, things that splits the community. Started with your feelings are yours, and we're like, what the? Well, yeah, yes, of course. I don't know, like, like, my immediate question is, how does one force somebody else to have an opinion? How do you do that? You just tell them that they're wrong. <gasps> yeah, but then, uh, yeah, uh, idiot. I don't know. All right. Weird. Anyway, let's get to the the, the point. Anyway. My cock strength. Okay, here we, here we go. To fix all the small mistakes we have made. My fear is the lesson kids will gain from this Spider-Man is that if you idolize a billionaire just long enough, you'll be able to punch the people who were fucked over by that billionaire and his bodyguard will start fucking your mom. This will give you the what? validation you so desperately desire. What? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. kid looks at this movie and thinks that? <laughs> no. yeah. Who are these crazy people? Um, so I saw that on Twitter as a clip and I was like, what? <laughs> what do you, how do you, what? How do you? <laughs> okay, look, I know that there's a lot of people who don't like MCU Spider-Man. There's a lot of people in chat who don't like MCU Spider-Man. That's totally fine. But I think most people would be like, um, <laughs> I don't see how that, how you, I don't know how he contextualizes Vulture and uh, Mysterio as being people who were fucked over by Iron Man. It's like, it's a little bit more complicated than that, isn't it? You, you, just, but oof. also, the implication that no. the only thing to respect about Iron Man is the fact that he's a billionaire. That's, it's not like he's a hero, and that's the reason why Peter respects him. Well, that's the reason you know? why people in the audience love Iron Man. It's not because he's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> it's because he's a good man. That's the important... Like, that's what I mean. It's funny, right? Because his implication is that this is a simplistic worldview that people are going to get. And it's like, your worldview is kind of simplistic if you look at yeah. Iron Man. Like, oh, he's just a billionaire. He's not a good person. He's not a human being. All you need to know is that he's rich. Home is that if you simplify the worldview that it presents, it gives you a simplistic worldview. Yeah, <gasps> pretty much. It's, that's actually a great quote. I'm going to steal that at some point. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, I'm You and Jay quotes. Stealing J quotes, that's where we're at. Um, so yeah, it just, it comes, this is the thing, I, I know High Top relatively well at this point. I even, I tend to watch his videos when they come out because he fascinates me. Uh, but this, this, even this one, I was like, whew. And he got, he got kind of clipped with this and a lot of people were like, this is insane on Twitter. And he was like, they've taken it out of context. And um, <clears throat> what, what builds up to that moment is him explaining the flaws of I guess, far from home in terms of representing a Spider-Man character. And it amounts to more so, like, Spider-Man's supposed to be, like, a working-class poor dude who's working really hard to balance his whole life and learning the responsibility of gaining power that he's always w would have wanted but didn't realize, you know, could cost him so much, that sort of thing. Uh, while Far From Home and Homecoming have uh, Daddy Billionaire looking after him in any way, shape, or form, so it, it ruins the whole thing, which to me is always extremely, like, ooh, <laughs> really just... Yeah not taking any of the pluses and the, the interesting elements of, of MCU Spider-Man, or, or the meaningful, like, uh, just in terms of growth. It has to be that he's poor. It's like, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, and it was funny because I looked into just people responding to him, and man, he's, like, he's a controversial figure in the Spider-Man community. I didn't even know there was a Spider-Man community, but, like, some people there fucking hate him. They're like, he's toxic, his only goal is to, to, you know, splinter everybody and to hate on people's feelings and stuff, and I was like, oh my god, it's like, it's Yay. like us, it's like us, but it's like it's us, <laughs> you can't have feelings, or happiness, 
or joy in any way. Because, nope. you know, High Top, uh, his, like, Raimi Spider-Man videos, there's, there's a lot of good references in there, like, for explaining, uh, I guess, arcs or w w what things, what references can uh, be interpreted to what things and stuff. So, yeah, it's a good way. His, his MCU stuff, though, like, we, like the one where he said Far From Home broke his heart, it was like, all right. <laughs> I guess the, the problem with the broader message in a lot of these MCU videos is the implication that the MCU is not creative and that it's not artistic and that it's... And I don't like that. Ooh. I don't. I think that it's... I mean, you know, most people like, try to ignore that Guardians 1 and 2 exist whenever they say that, because most well, people... Have like, Have you met anybody who hates Guardians 1 and 2? It's like, no. And what about Thor Ragnarok? Oh, that corporate product that's like totally different from all the other Thor movies and has its own unique uh, comedic style. I do want to say, well, I just, uh, sorry, no, nah, I, I was basically done. <laughs> um, when it comes to his Raimi videos, I'm gonna have to disagree. I do think he sucks that Raimi shaft a little too hard. <laughs> oh, he's definitely like a big Raimi fan. And I've uh, one of the things that I found interesting, right, was he did Spider Man 3 and he was shitting on Abby Arid, um, which is funny, right? Because Abby Arid was a producer on several good superhero movies, he did a lot of bad ones, but like he, he was a producer on Iron Man 1. Um, and he was talking about how for Spider-Man 3, Avi Arad's like, you gotta do Venom. He he basically told him, like, you gotta do Venom. Um, and it's, it's, it's implied, a... like, that that requirement alone is, you know, that can't be allowed for a producer to say, you yeah, gotta well, do this one thing. The two interesting counter-references you could have, right? One is, as far as I'm aware, by the way, because I haven't got, like, an article to reference for this, but, um, Kevin Feige forced Iron Man to be in Civil War. And as far as I'm concerned, Civil War without and Iron Man perfect. would be a yeah, hell of a well, lot worse. Yeah, he, he's integral to Civil War. And then simultaneously, when have we heard that before, Free? Uh, someone, something being forced on writers, and then the writers yeah. fucking fumbling the ball. I think it's um, I think it's just not. It's not a. It's not something I agree with. I no, think I don't that like it. Restrictions but... and limits can be an opportunity to do good things yeah, within well, reason. This is the thing, right? If you've completed right. Lord of the Rings in your in script and then someone's like, it has to have a main female character, and you just go, fuck it, and you blow up the whole thing and everything's nonsense. And it's just like, you didn't have to do that. You could have had that female character. Not that, yeah, again... Yeah, you could have. And that's the thing, I'm not advocating yeah, that uh, we should just be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever, that's fine. You, you, be annoyed, but also, you don't have to give up. <laughs> you could be like, well... Yeah, like, if, if you get told you need to do Venom, it's like, you can find a way to make that work, of course you can. Any idea can work, pretty much. Um, there, so, are, there aren't good ideas and bad ideas as much as there are... Rich good execution and bad execution. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the execution fundamentally. Like you can come yeah. up with the greatest idea in the world and it can be a terrible film. Conversely, you can be presented with I mean, I'm pretty sure there's an author who made a bet on a terrible idea that he could make it into a best selling series and he did. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's uh I can't remember. It was like a fantasy he's a fantasy writer, and it was basically a series that was based on a terrible idea and he turned it into this big series that was successful. And it's like, that. yeah, that's fundamentally it. It's the whole idea of the ideas are cheap. Good ideas are good ideas, but they're still cheap. It's execution. Like, and also this whole idea of like, oh, unrestricted creativity. The la Naughty Dog has no producers. And look at what's happening right now. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what you mean. Certainly is creative. Yes. What's that, sorry? It certainly is creative. What they came up with. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it, yeah. Well, see, like, um... When it comes to shit like that, at least that's um, them fucking up on their own terms, you know? 
Yeah, I, but rather, I guess that... I would rather hear that the writers made a shit decision than the writers were forced into doing something shit. Sure, um, I yeah. would agree with that. I guess, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't necessarily like the school of thought that the best thing for creativity is no restrictions, no limits, unlimited money. You can do anything you want because that sometimes yields some very bad results. Whereas a lot of the greatest things ever made were made with restrictions, time restrictions, money restrictions. I think um, actor what, uh, restrictions. What, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What was um, what's uh, the guy made uh, Atlas? Uh, not no, uh, Alita. What was it? Uh, Rodriguez. What's his? Robert damn Rodriguez. It. Yeah, um, I think he he uh, he wrote a book where he was talking about how he made his first film, El Mariachi, which was made for like no money at all, and he says stuff like demand to not have enough money like demand to not have all the money that you want things like that place restrictions on yourself because it forces you to think more creatively and i think surely, that i largely agree with that surely you have restrictions anyway and you don't have to replace oh. them. you don't have to place them on yourself i was gonna say be careful because um, that line of thought can drag you into destroying yourself couldn't it i'm going to fucking cut my hands off <laughs> i think yeah yeah but it's more like the idea of you know restrictions can be helpful is effectively yeah, yeah. sort of like the thesis of that idea well, you know i think people recognize it's not impressive because if you if if your thing is uh, I, this goes sort of back to and i will and, and it's it's in my list of videos to respond to after i get back with this big one when it's, it's done the um the hello greedo one about canon oh yeah and uh, when he talks about creativity is like any anybody can just pull anything out of the ether with no restrictions well, yeah if, it's like if, thinking of a random number instead of trying to think of answers to questions that have restrictions if i was like i want vampires easy. in star wars and they're the best force users i'm going to do that in episode 10 now like oh <laughs> maybe don't <laughs> you know <laughs> well it's the thing i'm like hey stop stifling my creativity it's like uh fuck off <laughs> there's no vampires in Star Wars like there is now oh, that's the thing right like sometimes your idea as cool as it is it just isn't gonna work and it's just like well that sucks alright gotta think of something else there's nothing wrong with that that's the process it's crazy that you could still make that pitch and have it be like maybe the fourth best Star Wars film well who knows you know it maybe it could work if it was like the greatest yeah. story ever told that's the it, that's the whole thing the idea seems stupid but if it's the greatest story ever told you know doesn't matter yeah if you literally just like you had the best possible star wars movie ever you know like this yeah is peak, peak potential and then you switch out whatever the villains are called for vampires and then you got it that's, someone said wasn't yeah. fridge it's gonna be amazing was it fridge created by jj abrams i read it as wasn't friggy created by jj abrams <laughs> 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 Why? <laughs> Add that into the law. I'm, I've got a ticking clock strapped like that Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> I just have a ticking clock bomb strapped to my chest. Yeah, some people are saying you can classify Palpatine and Rise of Skywalker as a fucking vampire. It's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I will oh, suck yeah. out your life force. <laughs> wow, yeah, exactly. And, and I've, I feel like he, uh, would a vampire he die in space? Thing. Would a vampire die in, when he's floating through space until he lands on one Exegol or whatever? Would he have died? A vampire? Well, and, but all it means so. is, um, and it'd be funny, right? Like she stabs him in the heart with a lightsaber. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, vampire would because of the sunlight. And they have to invent wood and lightsabers. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Wow, just so just swords then spears. <laughs> like it's just incongruent. It's a wood that burns at one thousand degrees. <laughs> I don't think that works.
Um, Friggy lives in a mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> Every so every like, day is just more mysteries in your every life. Every day, you know, every I walk outside and I see like a unicorns flying in the sky. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. And then the next day, it's like people people you know are like, oh, forget, right. I need you for well, something. You go, Australia. what? Yeah. They're like, I don't know. Well, it does sound know. like Australia, right? The apocalypse every day. It's just like, oh, giant yeah. spiders, giant oh, enemy oh, spiders. Okay. You got to hit their weak point for in that. your but house. That'll never get old. There day. are just random doors and staircases that lead nowhere, and you're like, um. <laughs> It's like that painting, that painting with all the staircases. <laughs> in the Asher one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some lead into themselves, impossibly. Well, you walk, you walk up the them Asher. only to walk down them. You're like, what? Yeah, you just like try <laughs> to figure out where you're going. Got some architecture for you. Yeah. Man, man that's, uh, that's, 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 your, walls. that's anyway. your Australian accent going on yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that's no, pretty rags, good, man. Rags, rags, Honestly. rags, do the thing. Do the, great. say no. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. What, I I don't know what you want. I can't help but rags. I can't help but rags. I can't help just, saying no. Oh, you just need to say something else then. Say no to no. Say yes to yes. Just say no to no. <laughs> yeah. I like everyone has different spellings of it. N A O N O U N O H. No. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm done. N-A-O-U. Man, we're just taking them vowels and it's, it's running with it. It's because it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, with the Australian accent, if you're trying to, I don't know, in the same way that you kind of temper down your Welsh accent, mm -hmm. to, to temper down the Australian accent means just less drawl. Well, yeah, because so the Welsh, to, yeah. the Welsh no would be no. Whereas, yeah, the Australian accent is like no, you know, no. Well, I I don't know. Sometimes it's no, and sometimes it's something else. And then the <laughs> absurd one for rags would be like no. <laughs> mm -hmm. What about like no, no, no. yeah, no. that one there. No, one. Um, like, well, no. goddamn. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's something. I don't do. think so. <laughs> that's a big I no don't for think me, so, Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Nobody you know. fucks my sister but me. Oh my god. So it's my God, given right to I don't we don't I don't I intend don't to <laughs> efap this video. I just want to play it until uh, for another minute, and then I want to cross reference with something interesting. Okay. Spider-Man is a tale about growing up, so why can't these films be more grown up? Spider-Man isn't a Disney Channel original. Spider-Man is perks of being a wall crawler. Spider-Man is- Jay, your echo is, is insane. Jay, you fuck. <laughs> your echo. There. Jay, I just want to listen to Brown Table talk about high top talk about. Spooderman. Spider-Man. I have an echo, I've got headphones, what the fuck? I need, oh, that's I need to listen to this man be wrong about Spider-Man. Give it another try then, just play. Alright, uh, let's roll it back a little bit. Or grown up. Spider-Man isn't a Disney Channel original. Damn it! Jay! Hang on, I think just hang on, let me try something. Let me try something here. Uh, okay. I think Discord is for some reason just fucking playing my desktop audio. Hang on. Yeah, maybe. We'll test it. Play a YouTube video for yourself. Uh, give me a sec. I know I'm asking a lot. God damn it, I wanted to play the funny clip, but I can't find the correct one. <laughs> okay, so... That is, is that what's happening? I, I guess. Yeah. Well, we still haven't necessarily proven that, have we? Because 
it could still uh, be that he's picked up by his microphone. Yeah, wait, mute uh, your microphone and then do it. Surely that would... Would that prove it? I don't know, actually. Yeah, mute. No, because that would no, stop all sound no, coming from him, wouldn't it? Yeah. Have you... Is there a solution to this? Or you just got to mute? I'm just going Wait, I, I muted as I was saying what I was going to do. I'm just going to mute for now and then just have a, a poke around in my audio settings see what's going on. How about you put on some headphones like a normal fucking person? I am wearing headphones. <laughs> then how do we hear it coming from your computer? Have you not Desktop. been here for like half of the fucking thing? Like, <laughs> where have you been? In normal you person world whose computer's audio works. <laughs> I, like, I like normal person world. It's, it's a really interesting place. Turn off um, the audio of whatever is projecting it externally. Nothing no, that's not what's happening. Externally. It's playing. It's it might up. be. This yeah, has happened to me before on Discord, where Discord will just uh, fucking play my desktop audio into the call for no reason. It happened on yeah. my Discord. Well, then you got some mutant ahead of you, boy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see you on the other side. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Man is perks of being a wall crawler. Spider-Man isn't two-dimensional, so why can't these Sp films have dimension? These films are called oh, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. but why? Yeah, Look, we're not they here. Do. We're not here to e this yet. Maybe one day, but I just we're getting I to the point. I didn't pause it. I didn't press the pause. No, it's, it's okay. I'm saying it's fair to react. I'm just saying. Why can't I see him anywhere? Spider-Man will constantly evolve and change, like every tale, every legend. That doesn't mean you have to like what the MCU is changing him into. Can I tell you the truth? But you have to promise not to get mad, okay? You ready? I don't care that you love this movie. I truly could not care less. And uh, you can we should pause not that? care on Twitter, that on Twitter, I don't nah, uh, put <laughs> On Twitter, he's literally saying, it's great that you love it. If you have an opinion, then you care. Look, you care. You absolutely care. Don't lie to me. This is the thing. It bugs you that these movies are the most successful Spider-Man movies that have been made. Yeah. It bugs you that people movie. are going to think that this Spider-Man is what Spider-Man is. It bugs you. Don't lie. It, Don't bullshit me. This is the thing with these these guys. And that's not meant in a derogatory way, but it explains the opening as well, right? The whole, like, your feelings are okay. Or wherever he says that at what point in the video. Yeah. The, the fact they've said it so many times. It's just my opinion. These are your feelings too. All these all these concessions. It's like, I don't care that you like it. It's fine. It's like, you do though. Yes, you do. Of course you do. Why would you make videos on it? The reason why you make videos on it is because well, you don't like that other people like it. He would yeah, say... I'm just going to be honest and say, I don't like that people like it. Just say that you so don't much. like that people like it. I don't like it when people like things that I think are bad. Yeah. <laughs> of course I don't. It's more bad things. Mine's contextual. If someone was like, "I love like the room," I'd be like, "I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, it's like yeah, it's, it's contextual, of but... course. It's when I loathe something, like I really despise it generally." Yeah, like I think it's uh, why they like, like it. Work. Like if they like it because they think it's good, but it just clearly well, isn't good. And it's that's the other part. Terrible. If someone's like, "I loved Rise of Skywalker," and I'm like, "What? Why?" And it's like, I don't know. I just fucking mong out and watch the lights flicker. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. But if someone's like the carefully crafted arcs of each of the characters and the way it takes care of the Star Wars universe, I'm like, shut the fuck up. It doesn't do any of that. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Fucking kill yourself. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah. 
Anyway, I don't know if we go that far. We're almost uh, to 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 the where I was going with this. But you have to promise not to get mad, okay? You ready? I don't care that you love this movie. I truly yeah, could not care less. And you should you not care that I don't love this movie because they are our feelings to have, our opinions <laughs> to keep and what? to hold and to cherish. And that's, that's a wonderful naive. thing. That's Can really naive thing to say, goodbye. isn't it? It's like a four-year-old. You shouldn't care what other people think. Video on it. If I yeah, exactly. Care what he thinks of the movie. Why am I watching him explain it? Well, to if, me, if, you know? if he were if he were here, I think he would say, "No, I'm just saying how I feel because I want to share that, and you guys can do it too. Yeah. It would be very wholesome." But, you know? By the way, if I made the video worse, this this doesn't. Well, you started talking. No, but when when you when you came back, if you had it on, I didn't <laughs> I didn't hear it. Uh like echoing so maybe it is working use it most of the time but i think when i unmute it echo it echoes the actual call now say something right. oh um it isn't echoing oh well my circle is lighting up green whenever anyone else speaks oh huh hmm. that's what yeah, your circle's know. lighting up green when anyone else speaks yeah, yeah. He's, he's right it kind of is yeah i just but i don't know i just not... feel like this would be an issue that You'd have resolved by now. I, I'm just. <laughs> it, it started like five minutes ago. Um, I mean, I guess you're yeah, going to sure be going on push to talk then. I played. Why? I played. Um, I played the Jesus video. Did you hear it? No. I did. Actually, wait. Was it that beatbox thing that was happening there? Uh -huh. So my crew is big. I think I did hear that. Try it again. Yeah, I can hear, hear that. that. Yeah, definitely. Can the rest of you hear that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> what is <laughs> no no yeah. no, no. Uh, that's wonderful it seems that you killed padme <laughs> no i couldn't have no. she was alive i, I felt, felt it no she was alive it's going to no. bed to no. go <laughs> Yeah, we gotta go to bed and yeah, go to so. get Padme. Padme, Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa. <laughs> gotta go to Coruscant. Go to Coruscant. Yeah. Come on, Morty. We're going to Mustafa. We're going to Mustafa to get Oh man, Mustafa, isn't that like 10 hours away? <laughs> hey, We're going to collect the McMuffin, Morty. We're oh, going to collect the McMuffin. Oh, Anakin, Anakin's just there like, hey, Obi, check it out. I, oh. I did some modifications to me sky, sky, my Sky my lightsaber gun. Now it's also a real gun. <laughs> I've got a real gun, Obi. Yeah, Why are you putting it in my head, portal? Anakin? Yeah. Obi, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna kill you. Shut the fuck up, Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I want you to keep in mind his very golden perspective that is you're allowed your opinions and your feelings and they're creative and gorgeous oh, and wonderful I, and everyone, yes, I know where this is. Every, everyone ah. should be happy about having them. Okay, is everyone everyone ready for this next bit? Yes, I am. I'm very ready. All right, here we go. Okay. So this this is his Daredevil video. He is very passionate about Daredevil. He considers the show to be a fucking masterpiece, which is fine and fair. This is totally good, but he gets, I like it a lot. He gets a little a little into it, and he says something that's, uh, hmm, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> You've learned something about yourself by watching these characters grow. Oh, and if you haven't watched it yet because it's, uh, too slow or boring, no. Just, no. You are entitled to your opinion in most cases, but not this one. Not to me. Objectively speaking, Daredevil is incredible because of things like this. 
and he goes on to explain. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, what a hard contradiction there. That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> that's yeah, the thing, but we've said that for a long time now. Everyone agrees with us. It's just they just aren't but willing to recognize where the line is. He doesn't agree with us because we wouldn't say that a f that something can be objectively no. not. Yeah. Boring. If so, if someone yeah, tells me saying... they didn't like Daredevil because they found it boring, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah but if fine. they he's... said it's objectively like you objectively like boring, that is entirely <laughs> so did so did Chadley. You get no opinion this time, pleb. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Sometimes you're allowed Everyone it, but just not has this to time. Find their thing, and then all of a sudden, everything they've been saying just goes out the window. Boring now, all is of a, a sudden, feeling. Objective. Absolutely, yeah. I you can find part. anything boring. Anyone can. It's this very is, possible. That's what I find hilarious, right? When he says that it's objective, he says it about something that is categorically subjective. <laughs> that's, that's what they insane. usually do, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah, like, it's categoric. Boring is categorically... Like, I, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> People are allowed to find Daredevil boring. Obviously, I don't find it boring, but of course they can. That's the thing. If they then said he goes on no like character change or arc whatsoever, I'd be like, yeah, so that's just objectively right? wrong. At that point, you're <laughs> actually making an argument. This, and this is the fucker who, when I made my response to him, was like, it's all just opinions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. I, 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 I didn't have a fucking arc. That's not true. <laughs> that's I, like just your opinion, dude. I like him. I think he's he's. He's wholesome in his own way, and he's insane in his own way. Like, the melodrama of his channel and coverage is always hilarious. He has kind of the same format for everything, where everything is at the height of emotional everything stakes. Everything is raw emotion, yeah, yeah. Everything's visceral, guttural feeling, like, which is, yeah. He's, like, he's constructed a world where if he were to say, like, he, he would... He, he could title literally all of his videos, this is the worst slash best thing ever, and I would not think that he thought he was being hyperbolic in any of them, because that's how he presents all of his videos. Well, I mean, a good one is Birds of Prey, right? Like, Birds of Prey is a thoroughly mundane film, and he's talking about how wonderful it is, like it's the greatest thing ever made. It's so creative and original. You know, but that kind of thing. He is so insanely passionate about everything that he talks about. And, yeah. Yeah. and you know, the only other thing then is just that this was his part of his response about the what you could call controversy of his statements about Spider-Man. You got and uh, FYI, I don't think kids will actually start punching the working class because of these movies. Twas a joke. The point was that they sure as heck won't get the same lessons and values that they would from a traditional, original working class hero. In my honest opinion, I do like the implication that you can't learn anything from rich people. So yeah, this is very poorly worded on his part because he loves Batman. Oh, he's saying that you won't oh. learn as good values from people who yeah. are successful, who are like rich, which I don't agree with. I think that you stand to gain a lot from like looking at what successful people do and trying to figure out how to do that for yourself. None of it is about what none none of Iron Man is about like really what made him successful. It's about him having that success and choosing well, what he chooses to do with it. That's the point I'm saying when he doesn't need to be. That's like, that's, that's the point, point I'm making. Is it's it's independent of money. A lot of the well, things that you learn from if anything, are independent of money. Iron Man has to correct the errors of his legacy, be it his father's or his. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. To be virtuous at the cost to like his yeah. own self and his status quo and his like his his like sure thing business. You know. Yeah, it's, exactly. His, I think his frustration is the chain, or at least the the lack of that element from the MCU Spider-Man. Yeah, MCU Spider-Man is not poor. Thing. That's bad. And it's like, um, Spider-Man's meant to be poor. Why? Because he's yeah. poor in some of the comics. 
<laughs> in some of the comics, in the uh, comics that I choose in my head. Yeah, as the comics the real you choose. Spider-Man. What about when he's the head of like those things? He started his own company in the comics. Wow, well, Spider-Man is canonically poor in the MCU. There's a yeah, he uh, is poor. Film on the DVD, uh, a Blu-ray for Far From Home that shows him having money troubles. Well, obviously, what he would be advocating for is for it to have an effect on the plot more so than it does uh, currently. Yeah. And yeah, because yeah, what he's what he's saying here is that um, you'll learn X from maybe Spider-Man, and you'll learn Y from Batman, you'll learn Z from Iron Man, whatever. And that he's annoyed that you're not getting the same lessons that he that would have gotten learning, from a yeah. different Spider-Man with this Spider-Man. And I'm just like, eh. you can't learn the Batman lessons from Spider-Man. It just isn't. Yeah. Dumb. Well, remember he he made a video that Batman doesn't kill, which I disagree with. I don't like it when Batman kills, but he absolutely could. Depends on the does. context. Yeah. Well, whenever someone says a hero would never kill, I'm always like, I can come up with a scenario in under a minute that would be pretty easy. <laughs> it's like the standard five I mean, kids versus yeah. one kid go. Well, I think the best example is like The Dark Knight Returns, one of the most widely, like a lot of people think that's the best Batman story of all time. He kills people in that. It's an alternate point. Like, it's alternate universe, but he does. And that's widely regarded as one of the greatest comics of all time. So I, I, do I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. Well, I do have to disagree. I do think there are heroes who still like. There are plenty of characters who wouldn't kill in that scenario. Mm -mm. Nah, you could. You are wrong. You are categorically wrong. Yeah. Absolutely wrong. But go on. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to fight you on this. Let's go. Yeah, what? I, mean, I know you can't argue the point. Because uh, all you're going to do is advocate for the plot would never put them in that position, which is horseshit. No, 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 I'm not going to advocate for that. I'm going to advocate that there are characters who are so anti-killing, like, in any circumstance. They'll just let the six kids die? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's still, they that's manslaughter. They so they wouldn't be a hero. Search. They would desperately search for some other solution, even if they Yeah, no way out, though. No, no the whole, way out. my whole premise yeah, is they, that they, they have- they still look, though, that's the thing. What? Yeah, but- I don't if care if they no look, they don't out. find anything. <laughs> They would. Th there are characters who would not give up in that situation and still uh, desperately look. Okay, yeah, I mean, but I if can... there's no solution, regardless of if you give up or not, the solution still doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah, they've not killed people. What do you? What like, do you? They well, what do you mean? To save people, that's not killing. No. People. Well, well let, let's give an example, right? I'm gonna. I've got a nuke that I will blow up, um, and it will kill one million people. But I'm gonna give you ten seconds to shoot me in the head with this gun to stop it. Um. And then the heroes like, what? What's what does the hero do? Yeah, and we got we got Peter Parker, and he's he's taped with vibranium tape all over to a chair with his hand on a uh, with attached to a gun. The gun aimed at the guy's head. He can pull the trigger or not. I believe that uh, I believe that Peter Parker would do it. Okay, fine. Right, well, but, uh, I, I whatever hero that doesn't kill people, man. That guy. I don't believe that certain doctors would do it. I don't believe that Steven Universe so would do it. So, are you no. saying that the doctor would let the million people blow up? Yes. That's still- that's manslaughter! No, it's not! The other person is killing a, them. That's a terrible person, then, and I don't want to have anything to do with that person. Fuck that person. <laughs> <laughs> How is it virtuous to let a million people die that through person, a nuke? Yeah, that person's not a hero in my eyes. It's the whole idea. I was just going to say that's that sounds like a failing idea. of character at that point. Yeah, that, 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 that ain't no hero. Principle to a fault that is having what? an inability to kill even when the circumstance calls for it, which is no a, a character trait. I get. Well, look, I guess you could be heroic in literally that. every other circumstance except. The I think the. I think we can. We can. We can alter this. We we can screw we can screw Jay over. We can screw Jay over even more. Okay, so there's you got the doctor is in a runaway train. 
that's just piling toward either a group of people or one person at the different tracks, and he can choose. He's he's on. He's going straight forward, and he can either choose to go left or right. Um, I I think the doctor would attempt to like derail the train or some shit. Nope. Even if he fails, nope. then people... nope. I get to decide the plot. How? He can't do that. Why not? He's got no items, and there's nothing. He's like in a steel box with just a wheel. What? He's in a steel box with a wheel. Yeah, the the, the wheels all he can interact with, and he's got no I screwdriver like to go me and fucking save the day. Trying to think of something to do. And yeah, would take he would hard, think of what? something to do. Jay, face reality. Face it. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he would. He would be able to. I'm saying that he would not be able to face reality and would be desperately trying to think of a solution until it was too late. And then, at what point he does? But I guess the I guess the idea is like at which point at which point are you now culpable for inaction, right? The idea of like well, I've, I've made it so he has to make a choice anyway. So right, well, it's the trolley. It's the trolley experiment, right? Like well, yeah, that's kind of obviously know, where I was going with that. Yeah, I love people say Jay is right. No, <laughs> wrong. Right. You're not. Right. This is this is this is terrible. You guys are advocating that through inaction you're not culpable, or at least you feel like, oh well, I didn't choose to kill anyone. I'm, no, I'm fine. Not, it's like I'm fuck not off. Saying, I'm, not you're not I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the characters would not feel comfortable making the decision because they would feel that they were more. That sounds like the most roundabout it. way of saying they don't like What's to kill, which is not in question. <laughs> if I it's had to shoot a it's... robber to save someone's life, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. No, 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 comfortable. It's... You said comfortable oh, earlier. Um, uh, mm -hmm, I don't believe you. I was there. <laughs> oh god, we've, we've hit a dark time in EFAP history when everyone says Jay is right. Thank you, chat. Thank you. If you think he's right, you're insane. You are insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've got serious problems. <laughs> I just love this scenario where the doctor is barreling toward five people. He chooses to do nothing and they all die. And it's like, well, the doctor doesn't kill, so. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> fucking idiot. He's like, oh, wouldn't he? Doctor doesn't kill. What? It's, it makes sense that he did that. I don't kill. I don't kill. I swear I can find examples of this. The, the idea of uh, of this argument, because I'll try and like boil it down as best I can, is like the core thesis is you can put any human to in a situation where they will kill someone. Yeah, is the idea that in every this, in human this, being in the and world, we're including manslaughter in the uh, in in this definition for sure. Uh yeah, basically the idea Man of somebody dies and it's through action or inaction. No, inaction well, okay, can yeah. like then if you put you know, someone in a situation where it's like press one well, button and someone will die or don't press the button and someone else will die then yeah through either that's the, action, entirely our action, point then you will kill someone that's entirely that's our point that's not the same thing as making them make a decision to like to actually that is still someone. a decision well, it's still a decision if you decide to if you save five people or save one person you've made a decision well, at that point you may as well say no well yeah that's the point it means that every that, hero would have to face this someone. That's the point, is the idea of a hero having to you make cannot, a choice. You cannot- I know! All of their autonomy to make them do the thing, then yes, you can- Well, they have the autonomy, because they still have That is still autonomy. It's not a good choice, but it's still a no, choice. It's still a choice. No, no, they don't have a choice to do anything other than the thing you're forcing them to do. Like, it's- No, but it's, the it's whole a, idea is- a meaningless that, choice in this situation. That, um, I, I don't agree that it's a meaningless choice. Well, it's it's more I, meaningless I choice dramatically disagree that it's meaningless. But the whole it's idea is in regards to the question: Will they or will they not kill? It's well, will they kill? 
in the situation where the options are literally kill or kill, then they don't have a choice to not kill. But which choice they make? But what? Yeah, that's the idea. What mm-hmm. choice do they make? You know, like if if they if somebody has to die, what choice do they make? Because that's Jay... often the conundrum that heroes face. Jay is right. Mola uh... loves death. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean that's that's the idea, right? It's like um. Like Infamous did this thing where it's like, oh, you're gonna save your girlfriend or these six doctors? Decide. Like it's one of those choices, right? The mm-hmm. idea where the hero has to make a choice on yeah. who lives or dies, and ultimately they don't want to. It's not about whether or not they want to kill somebody, nope. whether or not they're going to be happy with the outcome, whether or not they were put there under duress. It's the, That's idea the thing of when you have like a character to... who's got some heavy convictions about morality, they should probably be able to deal with it pretty well. But when you have a character maybe like Daredevil who has to choose between saving five or one, it should weigh on him heavily after he's done it. It should be difficult, yeah. Well, I mean, they've, they've dealt with that, right? Mm-hmm. When he, you know, Wilson Fisk, he's like, you know, i got to kill him. But then then the whole idea is like, you know, what what does it do to you to do that? You know, it, it, I like that show a lot. <laughs> People are asking for a straw poll. We can see it's more on Jay's side. You're just wrong. It's fine. It's fine. How, they actually think it's on Jay's side. Yeah, they, well, no, the, the, <laughs> you, it, you can tell. Chat are almost entirely on Jay's side. It's because of this notion that Batman can't kill. That's pretty much where all of this comes from. No. Because you're fucking wrong. Oh, <laughs> my wrong. They, they think that Batman you, wouldn't kill in a scenario where he has to choose between saving one person. No, or they've redefined it to mean that that doesn't mean choosing to kill now because they're insane. <laughs> of course they're choosing to kill. Absolutely, that's the point. Jay's like, nah, you've taken all autonomy away. He's like, no, you haven't. Well, I'm not saying they're culpable for it. They're still choosing to kill. Well, Absolutely. I mean, I, I guess uh, here's, here's an interesting thing like, to go down. The idea. In- Here's well, an interesting, actually, avenue to go down for that. The idea of your autonomy, because the reality is that human beings don't have that much autonomy. Also, like, culpability... You are very much shaped by your um, Yeah, that's true. And but also, culpability is interesting, because if it were, like, two 30-year-old high-value doctors versus maybe a 90-year-old and a 5-year-old, and you choose the two to kill two rather than the other two, and you do make that choice, uh, you would be culpable for the, the loved ones of each of those two people, whichever choice you ended up going with. You'd have to explain yourself. I mean, it would suck, and you'd be like... Well, I mean... I, I, wouldn't uh, say you should, I wouldn't say you should go to jail or anything, like, legally. I just mean morally. You'd, you'd, you'd be in a position where you're like, well, I mean, I felt like yeah, the like, doctors are more a, important. Like you're I don't not know. a murderer. I'd kill the child. What? Someone said, yeah, I think so, that's... wait, someone said, Morley, your example is extremely contrived or insanely contrived. I don't care. Uh, that's the point. That's it doesn't the matter point. if it's, it's contrived, the it's the scenario. Extreme. It's, it's the possible. Yeah. And besides, it's not even contrived. A villain could totally put a hero in this position specifically for this reason. I will agree that if you take away literally every decision from a character other than to kill, then that character will kill. Like, by default, yes. That's no, how it's that not works. about. It's not about taking every choice away. Yeah, because they still have the choice on who. Yep. That's the that's the point. Who? No, they have no choice other than to kill. Yeah, but but the choice is who dies. Yeah, but that but that's not that that's fucking well, relevant. Why can't um, they? Why can't they? No, but it, it, it's relevant in terms of the discussion of like because if Which you in that case would be even more immoral, especially considering what the live count would be. 
for instance, uh, you press a button to kill one person, press a button to kill five people, or if you don't make a choice in a minute, then the bomb yeah. goes off and 50 people die. And besides, I want to make it harder than that, like the doctor with the old and young person examples, because that makes it really difficult. Because at least with the five and one, you, a hero might be able to be like, it's raw easier, numbers, I'm not responsible, numbers. raw numbers. Yeah. Yeah, well, I yeah. think all heroes will think like that, though. They're yeah, yeah, and, and if they, they can make that argument if they want to, but with the two people, one young and old, and two that are middle-aged but doctors, or whatever age, tough, tough to say exactly who should die and who shouldn't there. If someone has to. Thank you for coming like, for my TED Talk. At the point you're saying, at the point you're arguing you can make, you can put any character in a situation that they will kill, like, if, if the mm -hmm. thing that you're arguing is if you give them no choice but to kill, like, you know... They always have the choice to have an action. Then, yes, you can make any character kill by forcing them to kill. No, 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 they still have the... <laughs> they have the option of not doing anything, which would result in even more death. Then, uh, I believe that's there the are point. Well, apparently that. I've moved the goalposts. This is just different hypotheticals that are all making the same point. Yeah. If you if you thought if you happening. if you thought your hero was in the clear because it was five v one, you are missing the point. <laughs> I, I don't even get it. I don't think why, why people can't get it. It's so simple. All over again. I keep saying we're moving the goalposts. <laughs> what is wrong what with is you guys the today? <laughs> You have wrong us. They the exact same point. Everybody's very impassioned about this one. <laughs> you can tell. I, lo I love this chat. I love this chat. It's just like Jay wins directly next to Jay wrong again. <laughs> if you think Jay wins, you're insane. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you have to you don't have to be insane to be a nazi but you have to think that you have to be insane to think i'm right about this rags can be I'm hyperbolic I'm being, I'm being obviously hyperbolic about that no, i don't think they have a mental no. obviously no, what i mean no no <laughs> not touching it I, I don't care i just want to bring that up again because people are still fucking mad that i said that you had to be crazy to be a nazi even though by the end of that discussion we established that i was using like the colloquial term of the phrase, and we agreed by the end. Yeah, well, you, you I fucking. I wonder what it's like, Jay, to have Efab be mad at you for saying something at some point. What what insane oh, wow, scenario that. is that? Are you, are you really Look at this fucking weird ass audience we have. Are you really saying <laughs> this to me? Like, <laughs> I th I think it applies to us all, except Friggy. Friggy already has good takes. Um. Uh. Well, except for Spider Man Homecoming, apparently. <laughs> I thought I thought that I thought we'd finished that one. It was far from home as the one in question. Too, I thought we nailed maybe, homecoming. Maybe not. Chat. Name I will. the worst take of everyone on stream. Oh. <laughs> well, is, I know that Anna's Anna's is the night before Christmas. <coughs> Did you say night before Christmas was boring? That's like the hottest of takes. Hmm? <laughs> Where have you what? been this whole conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I went and got caffeine. In the time that you left, it just went into this massive discussion <laughs> about <laughs> ethics and Look philosophy. At yeah. Look at the chat. It's fully just like people yelling about who's right and wrong. <laughs> Alright, and um, 
Oh, and yeah, it looks like I got it wrong about the the Dark Knight Risings. Uh, Dark Knight Returns. Damn. I must have mistook it for something Wallace else. Wallace Buffy take is this worst take. My bad. Wallace Buffy take? I said that it's bad what? for a lot of it. You said it starts off really bad and then gets good. And then it gets really good, which is true, by the way. That's oh, yeah, all you've ever said. You've been very consistent on <laughs> oh, that. Well, maybe they we think I'm wrong that it gets good. I, maybe I maybe they now. think that the first seasons are great. Oh, um, the maybe first they season. Oh, uh, season, season one and two are bad, guys. Sorry, season one is really bad. Yes, season two is um is pretty is bad. bad. And then season was that I was there when Jay won. But believe me, chat, you don't want him to be the winner of that fucking argument. You don't. You wanna. You wanna come across looking good even when you lose, and that's okay. Of course, you don't though. You're After above that sort of thing. all the scenarios we said, right. I, I don't need- this is such a cut and dry thing. <laughs> apparently, um, apparently I'm- oh, somebody said I'm not wrong on anything. I'm- that's the hey. correct- good, good view. I- I like to think that I'm mostly right. <laughs> I like to think well, that, but- Well, chat saying Jay is right about this conundrum, so clearly you must be wrong because you disagree well, with him. Well, I mean, it's worthwhile to note that I haven't been as, like, firm on this as you two were. I was kind of, like, just laughing at the whole thing. But, I mean- my perspective is the centrist idea. scum. Oh, well, well, centrist my, scum. I guess um I guess the problem is like if I were to fully explain everything that I think on this topic, I'd need a while. All like to, to on the same team. Well, what I mean is to explain exactly what I mean. I mean, yeah, I could boil it down to the base one, but the issue is that people are going to get defensive and angry generally well, as we see. It's, it's not heroic by through an action allowing people to die when they don't have to. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to bail it. I'm, I tried to boil it down more to the idea of every human being can be placed in an instance where they will kill someone. That's yeah, that, that, wasn't that, the, that, Rags, that wasn't the argument. I, Not that it, the argument wasn't that it's heroic to do that. The, uh, the argument that is you could take characters who are seen as heroes and force them to do that. I think I yeah, think it's more yeah, the, the the broader thing is I'm not trying to say like what my moral stance is on the actual acts themselves. It's more just the idea of every human being can be placed in a situation where they'll kill someone. Oh, cool! Um, I just got a notification for the stream. Oh, <laughs> no! If I agree with Fringy, um, I yeah, I was going to say I think there are some. I think that it's very likely that there are some people who physically couldn't do it. Oh, sorry. I mean, like, I mean, like, through action and inaction. Well, then, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If, if, you, if you someone in a situation you... where through action someone dies and through inaction someone dies, then yeah, you can force anyone to kill someone through either action or inaction. No, it's to make I, them I, do I, the thing instead of not to rely on inaction. Wait. So you think? Wait. To to you can force anyone to take. To action? make them pull the lever to take and to take oh, an action. In order to save more lives, I think there are people. I mean, I can believe this. Like, yeah, I think there. Are, I think there are some people who are that morally weak. Yes, that they wouldn't do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the point I was arguing this whole time. Well, that's not what I was arguing. I was arguing that through inaction they would yeah. allow death, thus yeah, being the ones we who essentially committed the manslaughter slash kill. So we okay, fine. Is it so that we just agree, but semantically it, categorize it, it differently? <laughs> We agreed the whole Let's, time. Jay, to make it to make it simple, right? If you had a choice to let that lever pull the lever to make it so that they didn't hit my two, let's say, you know, ten-year-old nephews versus the the forty-year-old genius doctor who'd saved loads of people's lives, 
uh, and they splattered my two nephews, and through your inaction, I'd be like, you fucking killed them. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you said, Basically, no, 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 I didn't kill it, life. I didn't fucking touch that lever, and I'm like, fuck you, Jay. You let them die. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I, I can't imagine uh, I'd be very logical in that scenario. <laughs> I think well, I'd be very course, upset. Yeah. It's it's the trolley experiment, which I think is a really cool experiment, personally. I think it's a real interesting one. What about, um, would it be well? How would it be classified legally um, if he was to not touch um, so that lever? It's it's think... all contextual because there's like, and it depends on what country. And because murder is just unlawful killing with guilty uh, minds, like so intent, and then you have voluntary manslaughter, which is like. I'm pretty sure voluntary is negligent action, and like involuntary is negligent inaction. I'm pretty sure that's uh, the classification for them. I think so too. More, more like and also, there's direction. generally an aspect of duress that you're placed under in order to the, the decisions that you make. If you don't uh, have well, a the thing is, is like intention. generally, if there's duress, right, then that changes things. Like if somebody yeah. puts a gun yeah. to your head, says, kill chat, them or I'll kill don't you straw then. man yeah. me, chat. I've I've been saying kill this whole time, not murder. But well, if, yeah, yeah, murder means unlawful yeah, killing. And if, if I was thing. to be angry at Jay and say he murdered them, that would of course be wrong. I'd try to argue that I would yeah. be very emotional and upset. Yeah, but uh, he would have killed not, them. Yeah, think, they're not going to be like arrested. Just, remember that they should. I think it's about remembering that murder and killing are two different things. Well, killing is like yeah. is described the physical thing that happens whereas murder uh prescribes moral and legal implications mm -hmm. on what that means all murders are killings but not all killings are murders yeah exactly exactly what a wonderful yeah. world we live in there we go we've concluded it even though i'm pretty sure the comment section will be filled with how wrong <laughs> all of us are. So, i'd be so curious what the point is that we're wrong like what what they would actually say is the point but i don't know <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm glad when I see people say "fringy correct." By the way, it, it <laughs> gives you gives you lifeblood. So <laughs> yes, we've completed the the intro. The intro is done. Oh yeah, we did it. It was an hour and, and twenty minute intro. And a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yay. So today's oh, so people got notifications just in time for the intro to end. I was gonna say we've done. Well, obviously that just means we need longer intros. So we're already by the time people get in here. We're unironically, the average podcast length, from what I've seen, seems to be around uh, one hour. That seems to be what people do. We're already twenty minutes over that. We haven't started yet. People are weak. <laughs> I have the choice to not kill someone right now. What? Wait. So this is the counter meme. I have the choice to not kill someone right now. That's not what, what I've been saying at all. So that's what I like there. That's, that's I, the point I was making. Not not that, This no, is why Chad really. is very trustworthy on these things. <laughs> <laughs> you put the wrong face on the person. It's funny because I want to reference Buffy. Friggy probably knows exactly what I want to reference, mm -hmm. but uh never yeah. mind. It's fine. <laughs> in the scenario in the scenario there, even if it's completely implausible, you always have the person who tries to just go and like run over to the tracks and get everyone out of the way. Oh sure, like, but that's that's adding the uh, additional. Stuff yeah, and all, and it's more like all we have to do is keep like... adding plot reasons for them to prevent these particular actions that you'll. Yeah, reference. the whole yeah. idea but is I, like. I, I'm, I'm arguing though that like there is always the character who, no matter how many plot reasons there are that they can't do it, will still try rather than making the active decision to just kill someone or the other one. Oh yeah, they'll try, but they'll still have to do something. Yeah, but the yeah. 
It's not that they're yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I I I, <laughs> I think I'm, that's the point I was arguing <laughs> this whole time. We never said they wouldn't try. Yeah, I mean, the hence well, our, the hence the steel box with just the wheel, and they have no way to interact with anything. Remember, remember, we did acknowledge that, Jay. Yeah, and they wouldn't be uh, they wouldn't be killing people insofar as through an action they would be killing people. Like they wouldn't be taking action that kills people. Just. Yeah, taking no action is 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 not considered a choice. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be taking the choice to kill people. But their choice would result in the death of someone. That they would be the yeah. person who killed them. Yeah, but they wouldn't be deciding. Oh, I will kill that person. They will be going. I'm going to try and save everyone. Well, they're gonna. That's what they'll say to themselves. Yeah. I was going to say, if they have that's all the information... Try, that's how they'll rationalize like, it. If, yeah, the, if the point is this, they sat down and they can move this level one way or the other, and the villain's like, Mwahaha, Doctor will not kill. I have placed these five people, and that's where the train is barreling toward. If you pull this lever, it will then hit this small little girl. Bye. <laughs> like that's, they now know what they could do, and if they go, no, I'm not going to choose to do anything, it's like, ooh, ooh, you just killed five people. But no, they they would be trying to do, they would be like fucking wriggling their ass. Sure. Yeah, sure. They will try, but they will ultimately have to do something. Yes, and they will fail. But that's like a, an interesting test to put characters through. Fucking raw is the little girl black. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yes, I like the no <laughs> meme. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's spelled like that. Also, um, shrimps, guys. We shrimps. Please stop with the shrimps. It's more like pies and sausage rolls, not shrimp. But that's I mean, not you don't the stereotype. Pies and sausage rolls. Don't, don't shrimps are delicious, though. Uh, I mean, shrimp? I eat shrimp, shrimp, shrimp but it's gross. not. Like... And oh, here in America, oh. we don't say shrimps. It's just shrimp. We, call, well, we call them prawns. We don't call them shrimp. We call them prawns. That's why I don't even understand why it's shrimps. That's true. We call them prawns, too. Yeah. So it's, it's a totally wrong stereotype is the point I'm making because I don't barbecue yeah, shrimps. Yeah, put some more prawns in the barbie. Well, we don't barbecue <laughs> yeah, prawns either. Like, that's the point. We barbecue like sausages. Replace uh, it with a new true stereotype. What's something that isn't a stereotype but is true? Koala um, bears. Well, I mean, they're not bears. They're marsupials. I know. Don't they have then like nurse vaginas? Nurse sharks aren't nurses either. Yeah, but, but the different... No, because what do you mean? I know, we know sharks. panda bears are different, like like the yeah, red but, pandas, red panda but, bears. But bears are di a different species, and Millipedes. pandas aren't bears either. Pandas are not bears. No, that's just what they're called. <laughs> yeah, they're called pandas. Panda bear is an incorrect one. They're called pandas. I, I know. That's just the, the name of it. People <laughs> call them bear. panda bears. I just call them pandas because the I'm not a I'm not a simple. Most people don't call them that. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Most people just call them pandas. Like, well, shorter, for the yeah. argument, Ether. I'm yeah. not saying it's correct. Right, but... They're but, not bears. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is you use nurse bear as an analogy. The diff uh, a nurse no, shark. Sure, <laughs> the no, difference sure. is that the shark is still accurate. Nurse Isn't. is just... Yeah, but nurse, what does it describe? Like, what does it describe about a nurse shark? Are probably just attributes of the animal that people equate to nurses in some way. Much like people do when they call bears, uh, or when they sign yeah, bear to panda. Nurse is like a mental attribute, whereas a bear is this physical, you know, you're a bear or you're not a bear.
<laughs> so we agree that it's wrong. Oh, we agree that. Because I agree, panda bears aren't bears. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I don't. Know. We, we, yeah, we, we agree on that anyway. All right, what's uh, what's what's the next topic then? Well, then that leads us into our main main uh, dessert, main main course. That's what those humans say. I remembered. Uh, main desert. Oh. Uh, let's start with this, I suppose. This will be our bookend because it's uh, this is this is why it's totally an interesting thing to do. So, Cosmonaut uh, made a video on the prequels, and he considers it. Uh, what does it say? But I think this is, video is honestly the best I've ever made. Um, so we're gonna be checking out his top tier content. Is everyone excited? His name's I believe Cinnamon him Google. that it is the best <laughs> video he's ever made. But there's a couple of things we want to do as a preamble, right? Because there's a few things we got to get out of the way in terms of just understanding how he rates movies. Because we're not all the same, all right? As you saw with High Top, he's very definitive. You can have your opinions, except when you can't. So we need to remember these sorts of things when we're going through different videos. So we're gonna check out his TFA for video first, just for a little bit. And uh, these these timestamps were very uh, graciously supplied to me by uh, Sophistic Autistic, because I knew of some of them. But a lot of them I was completely lost on. But they're, they're just helpful in terms of uh, figuring out how he ra ranks things. So we're going to check that out, respond a little bit to it here and there. Um, and then we'll get to the main event. I'm going to drink. Oh. So, yeah. Well, I guess I have to wait now. Yeah, I guess you There's something to read while we wait. Oh, I'm yeah. going to drink. Oh. Yeah. There's, some, there's yeah. some good reading material yeah. while we wait. This tweet. Yeah. Um, Put some booze in the barbie. Yeah. Wait, what tweet's good reading material? Uh, I put it in the chat. <laughs> what, is what is this? This is about Animal Crossing, by the way. Animal Crossing? Um, alright, let's see if I can get it on. Uh, it is well known that leftists have a penchant for feminine or female-like activity. <laughs> this is why so many trans women are leftists, why they care about feelings and emotion. <laughs> what? Over facts, logic, and rationality. There you go, Jay, that makes sense. No, no, no. You, you have to include the words over-masculine things like facts. I didn't, logic, honestly, I didn't know that facts, logic, and rationality were masculine. Facts, facts are male. You, you can tell from... Like, oh, is that true? Oh, see, see how the F is kind of like a penis? That's, that's the tell. And yeah, whereas, that doesn't you know, count on feelings. Because of emotion. Feelings doesn't e, count because it's followed... Estrogen. Well, I was gonna say, the, the penis doesn't count on feelings because of the two estrogens that follow it. It counters it. What if it's about dick girls? Well then, I don't, I don't know. Anna, you agree with this, right? Facts and logic is a no male thing, what right? <laughs> what? Facts and logic, they're a male thing, while emotions are a female thing. Read this tweet. <laughs> read the tweet. In the chat. Read the tweet. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Animal Crossing, but... Um... Neither does this guy. He says in the tweet, he says in his diatribe about it, but he's not played it. Wait, so... I've been okay, so it's right. Did he do a poll on trans women to see what their political leanings are? I I'm going to be honest. Scientific poll. Yeah. I doubt I, it, I but no. I well, of course he didn't. <laughs> All right, let's see. So facts and logic are masculine traits. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. And we that's only cool. get feelings and fuck him. <laughs> hey man, feelings and emotions—they're okay. You're all right. You got something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We, you get to feel things, we just get to know things. That sucks. 
I uh, I like because I'm I'm reading it right now. I've been thinking about Animal Crossing. It seems to be a primarily leftist phenomenon. <laughs> I don't see many people in the center or right discuss. Imagine living in a world where you base like your worldview on. I wonder how many people in these arbitrary political labels that mean nothing are talking about a video game. Like, just imagine living in I that world. I feel like plenty of people are all over the political spectrum who play Animal Crossing. Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. Um, Leftists only. I have some thoughts philosophically. I like the idea that it can't just be, it's fun to just complete these really effortless tasks at your own pace and build a little animal town. There's nothing entertaining about that innately. I want to, I want to pass more games through this person. I'll be like, Metroid. Man or woman game. Metroid. Well, <laughs> it's a woman game because it's a woman no, game. No, man game because you have to use logic to defeat the enemies. Yeah, and you have to kill things, which is a masculine thing to do. Oh, I, I want to see the video where it's um Samus Aaron destroys Metroids with facts and logic. <laughs> I want to see those compilations. You know, and then you got Samus standing on a lectern, and then the Metroid's like, I feel like you're not considering my feelings. You know, facts don't care about your feelings. You know? Um, is Rags back yet? God, I hope not. Is he delaying our intro? Uh, wait, no, we're not in the intro now. We're in the main thing. It's fine. We beat the intro. No, we're, we're, we're introducing the main thing. No. Uh, How you doing, Anna? You're right. Sleepy. Sleepy. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all good. I should be good for a good long time. I actually slept just before this started, so... Hyper energy levels. Uh, Fringy, you're mostly the same, right? I mean, I woke up, but I do have uh, things on eventually. Ah, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Hmm. Rags, what are you doing? I was going to get a drink. I went to get a drink, and it took me one minute. You worry what to get a drink, go for pee, go outside. Oh, my God. All right, so I'm going to get started, then. This is... You, you can comment comment freely because this is stuff we're responding to now. But this is gonna we're gonna try and outline how he judges stuff. Okay. Ow. Star Wars: The Force Awakens is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> At least that's what I would say if I was a fucking moron. If you go on YouTube, Man, you will see really countless. We got a good start here. TFT is really bad. That makes me want to. That makes me want to make an entire video that's just like changing the perspective, changing, you know, like starts out with a very strong statement. It's like that's what I would say if I was dumb. Is the kind of thing an idiot would say, uh, and then just like every second it it changes perspective, and you have no idea what the fuck is. Or at going least on it there. would change if this video was shit. <gasps> yeah. All right. Let's go. This video is complaining about the whole thing now. About the Force Awakens. Everybody likes to yeah, complain sure. about this movie. It is. The new hot Shit. thing to do. But it, but it's bad though. Yeah, it's a really bad Wait, movie. I thought we were watching the prequels one. We are. This is this is an intro to his uh, rating um, system. How he how know, he like, says something is good or bad. The movie's disappointing. It's a ripoff. It's worthless. I like most people went and saw The Force Awakens and came out of it pretty satisfied. I'd say that opening day of The Force Awakens was one of my favorite movie theater experiences ever. I had a pretty good yeah. audience. This meant All that right. not a ton of people were cheering incessantly and clapping. 
really, guys. You need to stop doing this. I was lucky when I watched this. You only need to tone down. Yeah, you need to make it. fucking big YouTube videos. You are not allowed to be happy in a movie theater. How dare yeah, you? To be fair, in a movie theater, you should shut the fuck up. No, I, I, hang on, because <laughs> when Cap lifted fucking Mjolnir, I was more than happy for the audience to go nuts. I did not. Yeah. The idea that it's like, no, shut up. It's like, no, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, choose your moments. Let's go with that. Okay, well, well like, sure. opening, I think he's talking about going and seeing it when it opened. You know, it, it's been a long time since Star Wars movie came out. Everyone's going crazy. Like, yeah. I don't think it's cheering at the opening crawl is fine. Like, there was nothing to cheer over at that point. But cheering, cheering at a scene that might have dialogue to hear. No. Oh, sure, but, mm -hmm. but it's worthwhile to note that it's pretty clear that in The Force Awakens, they knew when people were going to cheer. When the Millennium Falcon shows up, there's like a long pause. Yeah, like, there's no see. talking. The garbage will do. Mm -hmm. Fucking Ray. Are you still gonna let me play Ray? Can you do her voice? Oh fuck! For a second there, I was like, "What in the world are you saying?" And I was like, "Oh no, yeah, I remember now." <laughs> TFA Part Four. Mark my words. In twenty August twenty twenty one, Jay will have a pod. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of disruptions, and as such, I got to walk out of the theater saying, I like that movie. I would watch that movie again. I don't think yeah, there's going to be too many people who are upset by this one. Then months... <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this guy in his furry costume was clearly in the <laughs> It's... Chewie is different, Rags. It's different. Furry... Fur, Wookiees are furries. It's just... I don't make the rules. No, I just he just has them. the Chewie one. The I have the same one. Chewie is cana canonically a human in a fursuit. Canonically. Canonically. Also, I mean, the, look at this still. Canonical to reality, yeah. I would want to hold up a lightsaber to let people pass through. That's so embarrassing. I would Chewie actively walk around it. <laughs> <laughs> I would stand under it and be like, how long are you going to hold that armor, buddy? <laughs> it's, it's not easy. I, I just. I don't want to encourage that sort of behavior, that <laughs> self-aware, that unself-aware cringe, I should say. Jay, do you think this is self-aware or unself-aware cringe? Uh, I don't know. I have to see more context. Just That's based fair. on this picture, this is soft. If you had to make a bet, if you had to go with one or the other, if you had to make a choice despite lacking the ability to make the definitive choice you'd want to make, if you have to choose between one <laughs> thing or another <laughs> thing. Oh, oh, you're doing the thing. <laughs> oh no. Oh fuck! Oh no! No! <laughs> I would say that this isn't cringe. I'd say that these are fucking rock hard cock chads. Yes. <laughs> All right then. It's passed, and the positive buzz from the first few weeks turned into. Do I think it's worse than the prequels? Tentatively, I'm going to say yes. Based on Jay. Jay, you're echoing. I see why. Talk. I only just started too. It's weird. I like the Eos video shows up in this one because Eos video was one of the ones that really spread in terms of getting people to be like, TFA's not very good. Jeez. Yeah. This is probably the worst.
The Force Awakens sucks. Now I've been planning this video for a while. I'm gonna go over why these complaints are quite frankly kind of stale. Disclaimer if you have legitimate problems. Oh, Jesus. Stale, but are they correct? This video is kind of stale. We got a disclaimer. If you have legitimate problems with this movie, that is perfectly fine. Obviously the movie isn't perfect. I think it's okay to criticize all films. This video is just an attempt to address the various nitpicks and hyperbolic statements made about the film in an effort to redeem it. I don't oh, like the framing like people. of this, this disclaimer. It, it's framed as though the film is actually, like, okay. Because you're saying, <laughs> obviously, the movie is perfect. The implication is that the film is good. The argument is that it's not good. So this disclaimer is worthless because you're not going to accept it if people make the case that it's bad because you're just going to make them be the various nitpicks and hyperbolic statements. This is worthless. Why would you put He's this in your video? People Come on. Like this, movie. <laughs> this is the IMO of disc. There's, there's loads of these kinds of disclaimers. That's all they all yeah. are. It's the leave me alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Movie that's perfectly fine. Obviously, movie is perfect. It's okay to criticize all films. Part one, a carbonite copy. It's the same story with essentially the same characters surrounded by the original characters. Yes, a scene for scene ripoff of A New Hope. By shamelessly remaking A New Hope. Don't worry, we're getting now, to the point. Now, when it comes to film criticism, I like oh, okay. to file criticism under one of three categories. Here we go. The first is, yes, this is valid criticism. You are correct. J.J. Abrams is a very... Um, oh, objectively. You, you might even say it's objectively valid or <laughs> something. Oh, I don't know what it's... Mm -hmm. mm. He's a very, like, frenetic, like, very quick... Filmmaker. Wait, someone pause? I forgot to unmute. Um, cor correct doesn't necess uh, necessarily mean objective. Well, it if he's gonna if he's gonna rate it as things can be valid and invalid, what system do you think he's using? Well, as in, if if you were to say, um, I don't like how similar it is to A New Hope, he may agree that, that doesn't make it an object objectively bad film, but that that's a valid thing to complain about. Like you're not wrong that it's similar to A New Hope. He does think that's wrong. Well, shut up. An example. <laughs> um, I just, it, it's interesting though that he is going to be an arbiter of valid and invalid. I don't know. It just, it's, it's, uh, but that's, that's not really the point. The point is the three categorizations. He doesn't waste a lot of screen time. Some of the beats maybe I missed or I felt were really skimmed over just for the sake of keeping the story going at this quick pace. The second is, no, oh, that's, valid. that's not right. valid. It's valid to say that he skimmed over valid. some stuff. But it was valid criticism was, she was saying, I feel like. I mean. So like what, his, his, how he categorizes valid. I, here's the thing. Don't give me an example. Give me a definition. Yeah, because an example doesn't help. Yeah, because an example can be indicative of a lot of things, I guess. I think Jay's probably right. He, he means something that can't be disproven. Oh, okay. Is, right. Do you think is that what that example means? I don't know. Probably yeah, something that, that's, that makes correct reference to the. I think I, I know Height Up well enough to think that he would probably Height Up, a cosmonaut well enough to think <laughs> that he would probably define it as something like something that's like arguably bad, but and also true. So you can't say um, and like obviously he's going to be like really flowery with okay, what is arguably bad? I feel like he wouldn't realize that there's a need to define that. But I, I think, I think so. it'd be like, you know, um, I think the, I think his the examples is. would be like, oh, it, it, it's got trees in it, and you don't like it because it's got trees yeah. in it. Invalid criticism, even I though that's I, true, that it's got I trees. I, I think I agree that with the way that you're saying it, right? That that's how we would recognize it. The problem is that I imagine that he would say that, 
but there would be instances where what he describes as valid is just flat out the metric of objective subjective you know what i mean like like he would class invalid like oh this is a movie that had uh like you know it had han solo in it oh that's valid and then it'd be something like the movie has such and such issue and he'd say yeah that's valid it's the conflation that i don't like and it can be she said because what she said sounded way more on the subjective side. It happened sure. to be correct, but it was still on the subjective side. Yeah, she could, could be probably, she could argue it, uh, depending on her references, right? The idea that he's skipping over story beats in order to, or he's skipping over details to get the story running. I, I'd probably say that that's true, yeah. Provable, so it would take a while is, though. as long as you're correct in the end, it's valid. I, well, yeah, I don't know. Is that what he means? I don't know. I don't know. Because, it's, it's because here's the thing: he has two. He says he has three categories, but there's already he's already set up a well, dichotomy. Funnily enough, guess who's the example of category two? Um, yeah. Ooh. All right. Criticism. You are wrong. Also, I thought the stormtroopers were all clones of this cold-blooded assassin guy, but it turns out the clones were decommissioned off-screen, and now these are just programmable humans. So. What? ER said, I thought the Stormtroopers were all clones or descendants of this guy, which the Stormtroopers in the OT, it's never explicitly stated what they are, but we assume from the movies that they're conscripted, just units from different planets. That yeah, are, they started yeah. out that way, but then people signed up. And between the prequels and the OT is basically <clears> So if, if yeah. ER said, aren't the Stormtroopers supposed to be clones? I'd be like, oh, I don't think that that's a hard fact in the in the six films that we had. I don't think that was uh, something. Yeah. But, um, he, but the thing is, that's like an afterthought. The point he's making is, well, now they're all brainwashed uh, people. It's yeah, like so. That's not incorrect as a conclusion. Correct. Like it's his. He got a yeah. detail. Uh, well, so they do. Is, They're brainwashed. just explaining his thought because that is a common misconception. Yeah, I think it's a fair thought. Is he is I he complaining that it's not explained that no, they were decommissioned? He's making a broader point about. Uh, I'm just about saying that this is what he thought. If we if yeah. we just replay like, a quote. Is it wrong? Because that's his thought. Yeah. It's a quick case. Yeah, like, to say I was wrong, I thought this. No, that's not valid criticism. You are wrong. Also, I thought the stormtroopers were all clones of this cold-blooded assassin voice. guy. But it turns out the clones were decommissioned we are. to off-screen. That's not even criticism. He just says that's what they are now. Yeah. I thought they were this, but it turns out they're this. Yeah, that's not even fair. <laughs> you, can't, you can't criticize this as being criticism. criticizing making a statement. That's what I mean. Like, a better example would be Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi is out of character, you know? He... Sh he Based on what we saw in the previous films, he wouldn't want to save his dad. That would be invalid. That would be incorrect criticism. Yeah, but being like, I thought they were X, turns out they're Y. It's like bad criticism. Yeah, it's like, what? How you, that's like, it's, you can just change the tone a little bit, and that's like clearly a criticism or clearly not a criticism. It's like, you know, I thought the clones, I thought the Stormtroopers were clones. I mean, I just like assume he was making a wider point. I don't know where this is snatched from specifically, you know? I don't know if that was the end of the. If he ended it there, he was like, like if if Eark was here right now and he said, no, my point was that they fucked it up in the sequels and that the stormtroopers are not clones anymore. I'd be like, oh, well, that's not a contradiction or anything. Yeah. But I don't think that's what he was saying. I think he was just saying like, this is what they are now. This is an odd example to use. You'd think that you'd want to get a really, a really, really strong example yeah. of someone just flat out being incorrect, definitively yeah. saying something that isn't true. Mm hmm. Instead Did of saying, I thought me? something was the case, but it I think turns that's out... I what thinks this is. But this is such a bad example. Oh, wait, does... 
this is a really bad example. Yeah, this is a, and this needs to be your strongest example because it's the first, the example as you're explaining what the, you know, three categories are. Yeah. And he's Green, and like, oh, out of two are clear, both category one and category two. The, especially the first one, I, I don't quite get what he's saying. And <laughs> here, I don't get what the example is in relationship to the category. I just want to highlight as well. It's called It's Okay to Like the Force Awakens. That's the name of the fucking video. That's right. It's, defense for, it's a defense movie. <laughs> I just, it's it's just funny it. to me. I'm like, yes, no, I just want yeah. to find those people who are unironically saying, stop liking this. It's bad, like morally. Like, know, we, as I mean, as we uh, mentioned I, I earlier, we have by liking the Force Awakens, you make entertainment worse. Well, uh, that, but that's a different argument. That's not a, like morally. I'm not. It's not like we're saying it makes you a bad person to enjoy this, especially with reasoning being like I don't know. I just casually enjoy a I movie know. with action in it. But if they were like, I love this because it, it by paying money to Disney, I'm destroying the movie industry by creating shit art. You could then be like, Wow, you're a dick. <laughs> that's like your only goal. <laughs> Insidious goal of somebody in the world. Is, hey, I shall hey, keep hey, watching someone, The Force Awakens. In, like, it's someone who works in radio and it's like really salty about TV and film. Oh, as, People's misery. As Evan strange. pointed out, it's like a less hyperbolic version of the one we covered in like 50 EF apps ago. He's like, You have the right to like The Last Jedi. That's the Toxic Brood one. Yep, that's the Toxic Brood one. He was great. <laughs> Oh, these are just programmable humans. The third is, yeah, you're right, but like, it's not that big a deal. <sighs> How does that so get qualified? One. Yeah, so that's cat that's category one. It's correct. That's category <laughs> one. It's valid. That's the thing Charging. you've already set up with category one and two. You say, all right, I have three also, categories. It's... Category one, it's correct. Yeah, this category point... two, it's not correct. And like, but there's nothing else. It has to be yeah. one of those two. Surely, things. yeah. If anything, category one should be your right and it matters. Category two should be your right and it doesn't matter. Category three would be you're not right uh, if he wants to split it that way. I guess yeah. if you want to be like, this is just like category one B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of third category. And the, but then it opens up because, you know, we have a system for this, but I'm curious what he would say a system is for defining whether it's a big or small deal. Because if you remember, Hello Greedo thinks that the hyperspace kamikaze is just details. It's a small thing. Unless yeah, it's, it's just details. Odd. Unless he thinks that um, a, a nitpick is not valid criticism, he's like... And, and the, unless he's saying it's not valid because it's so small that it's not like a valid way to criticize the film. Oh, I thought that this was him saying like you are valid. Definition, but that's, like, that's what that was my problem with the first yeah. one. It's like, what do you mean by valid? Like, yeah, you said like, oh, there's a lazy pixel on frame five hundred and sixty-seven, uh, where the one of the pixels uh, sticks the wrong color for too long. You'd be well, like, the easiest way. Yeah, to you're right, be, but that's not a, a consequential. If the error yeah. is inconsequential, then it's a sure. nitpick. It's still wrong. It's not, it doesn't affect anything else. Whereas an actual big problem would be something that affects the thing. Like, this is what, and this is a problem is when he says, you're right, but it's not a big deal. It's like, in whose opinion? Because what is a big deal is absolutely subjective. It's very subjective what somebody well, thinks is a big what, deal. Impact isn't necessarily subjective. Yeah, I was going to say, you could, you could line this out. I just don't think he will. Like, um... I guess. I, um, I mean, since he didn't define his terms, like in in the, yeah. the first category for valid, that could include like in his mind consequential. It has to be consequential to be valid, but he didn't define it. Yeah. Wow, that's the issue is we've defined it. <laughs> yeah, hasn't. like my uh, in my in well, the intro, my video, like, as define nitpick. 
one of the baseline criticisms of EFAB to begin with of, of these sort of video essays is that they'll be vague enough that you can catch all most of the audience. As in, I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, category one means like a, a continuity contradiction and category three is when it's a continuity contradiction, but it doesn't really matter. And he's sitting next to me like, no, that's not what I mean at all. And someone else is like, yeah, he meant this. And then he's like, no, that's not what I mean at all. But it'll work. Most people will just watch this yeah. and apply their own rules and be like, yeah, I agree with him. He's right. Yeah, because there's five of us and we can't quite get a <laughs> grasp, like really stopping the video, thinking about it, looking at how he frames well, his examples, and we can't quite get it. Yeah, he should have done this when he wrote this script. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing. He's, his videos would be I much longer at that point. You can't have that. Oh, I don't, I, I don't mean that. They, they could be as brief as they are now. It's just more like, I guess that's how true. much time did he spend figuring out exactly how he wanted to word this to make it as clear as possible what he meant? I feel like he didn't spend that long because looking at, yeah, you're right, but like, it's not that big a deal. This, all right, I guess we need to see the example for what that is. So get over it. Right. Most of the criticism aimed oh. at this. Oh, get over it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that, get over it. Right. That's but it's wow. correct. Ah. So <laughs> that's that Jeb Nichols? That is, yeah, she used to be with uh, Screen Junkies, I believe, before she split off. Okay. But even with his examples, when he's telling us to get over it, it's like, but it, it feels like you need to be the one to get over it because it is a problem, but you're trying, you're yeah, really you're trying to sweep it under the rug are, and act like it isn't a problem. Well, it's like, I, I actually like <laughs> pointed that out, yeah. Well, it's like if you're saying the film is bad because X and it's like, you know, there's a lazy pixel here, then you, you would have a point. You know, it's like that doesn't make it a yeah, poor it, film. It, yeah, it, you're you would be correct in saying that it's a problem, and he would say, "Oh, it, it's it, yeah, but I mean, come it's on. inconsequential." And I'd be like, "Yeah, I know, but still a problem." And then, but if it. someone's yeah, using it to argue that the film is bad, then they can yeah, like get over oh, it. Oh yeah, but the, the whole idea is he's framing it as though you need to get over it when clearly he's the one who's upset. You know what I mean? Like if if, if you were to say there's a dead pixel there, and he's like. Oh, yeah, it is, but it doesn't ruin it for me. And I'm like, oh, I'm just saying there's a dead pixel there. And he's like, all right, shut up. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it like you're upset about this. Yeah, I guess like, like you need more context to, for any specific example. Well, let's let's see this I'm example. Saying, this video is I'm of, upset. Yeah, the tone is I'm upset that people are nitpicking. Like, it, it feels like the, you know how in, in school, when you're in school, there were the, these kids who'd be like, oh, you do this. And then you'd be like, no. And they're like, come on, it's not that hard. It's like, well, it's not that hard and you fucking do it. it. That's how it reminds me of the whole idea of like, it's not a big deal. Well, if it's not a big deal, then shut up about it. Like, let me keep saying it. Yeah. Even his example and his defense of this video was ER who maybe was had an incorrect thought about a different movie. I mean, this is what I mean. Surely there was something better he could have chosen than, than that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because EO's video is pretty great, but like, there's got to be something instead of. Maybe that's kind of revealing. I don't know. That's all he could get. <laughs> it's like this stray thought. He's like, you're wrong. Uh, what is the exact? Not all of it, but most of it. This third category might seem a little odd to you. If criticism is valid, then how can it not? This film falls under category uh. three. Oh, so most of the criticism yeah, most of the criticism is, of the TFA is category three. So it's true, but it doesn't really matter. Oh, I see that he's cataloged most of the crit all of the criticism. <laughs> well, and, and, and immediately you're like, I wonder if you're biased towards this film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got a curiosity. And what's even, 
even that I feel needs a little elaboration. What if there are three huge plot contrivances slash contradictions, but there are five nitpicks? Good oh, point, yeah. There's five nitpicks most now. That's that's most of the criticism. That like doesn't mean said, the movies gets off the hook now. With a, with like a really poorly thought through film, most of the problems will be really small, but it'll be like a death by a thousand tiny cuts kind of. Also, a, a few big cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and a few a big cuts as well. A big old hulking like, cuts. <laughs> it was cut a thousand times and then smashed into lots of tiny pieces with a is hammer. Is that guy? Is that Max Landis? Yes. Huh. I like this movie. Lando Calrissian. I've never seen him without short hair before, like really short hair, like that. So I was just like, the face is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it should have been yeah, no. No, no, yeah. no. I have a high ground. No. <laughs> I would the Jedi are evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Oh, anime writing. Not all I'm of gonna it, slice you but up most too. of it. This third category might seem a little odd to you. If criticism is valid, then how can it not be a big deal? Well, usually it means. Okay, I don't think many people have a problem with that concept, do they? Yeah, like I yeah, I think, I think I think most casual people. I think it's the opposite. I think most people are like, oh yeah, I just don't mind. By the way, he did just call it valid, so uh, it does also fall into category one then. So yes. Category yeah, his categories one, are dumb. His very strange categories. It should just be category one. Yeah, I guess category two. No. That's his, that's his have, whole system. Just have two categories, and one of them is it's on a spectrum of how impactful yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, why not just have one category that's like, this is a criticism? Why not just fucking like, drop the facade and be like, I don't know, I'm just gonna say how I feel about this stuff. Have pie categories. Poe yes. categories. Means that the criticism is what people would call nitpicking. I'm gonna keep talking to you guys like your children because my comment section on Star Wars videos is pretty fucked up. I really hate to say, but this video is completely ignorance. Don't take his words, or else you will be trapped in the division bird cage. Division bird cage. Jay, you're, Jay, you have to. Jay, you need to be on push to talk. Oh, is it doing it again? Yes. Fuck. You need to be on push to talk. You clearly can't handle technology. <laughs> Jay, you're in the division bird cage. You're in the division bird cage. You need to divide your sound by a lot of numbers. <laughs> I really hate now to I say this, hear, but well, this you know, video is completely ignorance. <laughs> I like comments like this. You know what my I favorite. can do? I can go to any video's YouTube comment section and find anything that I want. I'm okay with this one. I'm okay with this one. He's just highlighting it for a joke. He's not saying like this is the this is the state of TFA attackers. You know, he's not doing it like that. Like I'm okay. You know, because a lot of people do it that way. They're like, these are the state of the arguments from people who are on the wrong team, but then they show just some retarded person like, <laughs> stop. So let's go through the first complaint that people like to latch onto, as far as the Force Awakens is concerned. It's also the most popular complaint. Yeah, we're going to 505, by the way. We're almost there. The Force right. Awakens is a ripoff of A New Hope. When I watched the movie, I thought that was kind of on purpose. Like, I don't think Disney oh. thinks that people are dumb. Do you think they... Yeah, again, I want to clarify. My <laughs> That's problem... That's why they did it. <laughs> they did it because people would realize it. And I, I always want to clarify with people. I'm like, it's never that it's a carbon copy is my problem. It's a really shit carbon copy is my problem. Like... Yeah. The idea that you could clone TF, uh, the, A New Hope, or even literally remake it, and do everything the fucking same, 
would it then not be but a strong story, this. but a copy? It'd be like, yeah, I guess, but that's not what we got. It's still a fair criticism to say, like, this is uninspired, this is a copy. No, I think so. But I yeah. guess that's come down to, it, to personal preference. They did it secretly and thought nobody would notice? You think that they were like, oh, we're going to make the no, Force Awakens? No, they specifically did a copy because people would be familiar with it and so they'd like it. What, you think they played a super safe bet? I was going to say, we can play this game We can play this game all day. It's like, did you think they were trying to do that? It's like, did you think that we thought that they weren't thinking to try and do that? It's a super corporate move that they make. I thought it was obvious. Why does he keep like, referring feeling for fun? keeps talking about like why people are saying this and not just the observation like like if i said oh yeah it's a copy of the new hope and then he's like what you think they don't know that's so, like i'm just i'm just saying like it's not why is he so obsessed with the <laughs> reasons why people are saying these things is the point i'm making you know you make this argument for anything also it's not like they didn't come close to a new hope in terms of execution i'm no. sorry no. You think Luke's character is inconsistent with the, the original trilogy? What, you think Disney didn't know that, idiot? That's what it's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be like. Disney knew that, yeah. You think there's plottles? Do you think they didn't put them there on paper? <laughs> like, okay. It's exactly the same. We're going to make the same movie, and we're going to be rich, and it's going to be great. That's not how it works. No, I'm pretty sure that's yes, how, that, that was how it of. works. I think, that is how, I think it is how it works. They're like, yeah, we need to make something that's super safe and extremely similar to Star Wars Episode Four, so that we'll make a shit ton of money. And ironically, they did that. probably the best thing they could have done for a start. They were like, let's go save first. Let's reestablish ourselves. Let's be like, Star Wars is back, baby. That sort of thing. Instead of being like, let's go with the TLJ sort of thing first. We'll be like, whoa, what is this crazy new thing? Even though they're both shit. <laughs> the point is that they were like, yes, let's give the fans something they, they felt was familiar. I'm pretty sure that was their very much corporate plan. I don't see yeah. how that wouldn't have been that. The idea that that film is creative, I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> In the loosest possible sense of the word. You could still say, like, yeah, I, I still don't, like, okay, it was on purpose. Like, it, it was on purpose. It's what, it's, what a fucking defense. Like, dude, you stabbed me. I meant to do that, though. Like, oh, yeah, but I still oh, don't like you're it. Good, bro. Yeah, you're, you're good. No, you're good, bro. Yeah, as long as it fun. wasn't an accident. So are you fucking dumb? I'm going to explain why it actually works pretty well. Star Wars is a simple fucking story. It's about good versus evil, and that is it. Not I'm always. Sick I mean, people saying that. Oh, um, okay. That's, oh, <laughs> is that how generous we're going to be? Oh, boy. That's meaninglessly generous. Oh boy. That's so, brought to the point of uselessness. I was, I was about to say, like, uh, to a degree, you could make the argument that almost everything is about conflict, story-wise, and that one side is more moral than the other, therefore everything is good v. bad, and it's just like, ugh. Wait, wait, can yeah. we, we can talk for one minute about how he literally has KOTOR on the screen, and he's trying to argue that Star Wars is simple, just about good and evil, and that's literally a story um, about... He might... He might go on Revan. to say, he might have a, an asterisk, so he might go on to qualify this a bit, or let it play a bit, just to see if he does. I mean, sometimes the more daring Star Wars stories can do pretty well. Star Wars is good at sticking to the concept of good guys versus bad Okay, so now I'm just confused. He said that it can do pretty well when it goes outside of this, but it's good at sticking to being good versus bad. It's like, oh. Uh... I like that. It's good, it's simple. It can be good when it's not simple, but it's good when it's simple. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it does, it's good. This is like Game Maker's Toolkit. Yeah. If you were going to be a, a director and you were watching this video to help you, you wouldn't fucking learn anything.
Use you. What a great rule. Like, it's like, like always do it this way, way, except if you do it well a different way. You're like, okay. I don't even like those restrictions of Star Wars should be simple. I don't know that I agree with that. Well, I don't I even agree like that it is simple. The idea that it's a simple conflict with like. Vader, Palpatine, Luke, family interactions, and the choices people have to make. I'm like, I don't know. This isn't fucking Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's an unfair comparison. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two is four. <laughs> Bad guys, and what it means to be good or evil. Surely what it means to be good or evil is not simple. No, I don't know. No, they're all the same. It's, I mean, you could go hard. back to the intro and talk about the morality of the situation. That's not you know, one-dimensional, that's a very complicated question because then it also brings up the what point of view are you looking from? Are you, if you look from this point of view, then this is evil. If you're from this point from of view... my point of view, the Jedi are evil. That's right. It's, no, that's no. Right. It's a very complicated <laughs> thing, which is why people love this kind of shit. Like, just look at Darth Vader's entire arc. That's complicated as fuck. But, all right, if you want to think simple, dude, whatever. The original trilogy conveyed this idea pretty well. A lot of people say the prequels are better than The Force Awakens because at least they're yes. original. And this is by far the dumbest shit you could ever say. Oh. No, <laughs> what the? Now you can no. see how this is relevant to today's stream. <laughs> because they're original? Is that why? So, like th this is a common argument that TFA is a rehash of the prequels were, uh, you know, building up themselves. They are their own thing. That makes them better than TFA. And I'd be like, I, I, I could come up with some better reasons for why it's better than simply it copycat versus original work, but I still think that stands true. The prequels are much more original than TFA. Mm -hmm. The prequels show us how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. What, what do the sequels give us? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Sequels <laughs> are like, let's show you how we can destroy every character. I was gonna say, what even is the point of the sequels? What would you? What? I don't know. I don't know. Ray is awesome. Is that it? Everything you heard about. Let the, the past die. Killed if you have to. That's what the sequels failed. are about. Luke failed. Han failed. Leia failed. It's these characters who are going to fix their problems and Guys, fix it off for good. None of our classic trilogy trio of heroes got to see, got to live while Palpatine died. Like none of them saw his death. You know what I mean? None of them were. None, none of them lived in a world where Palpatine was defeated. Chewie did. Yay. Chewie did. Chewie did. Yeah. Chewie did. Chewie, Chewie and R2D2. Yeah. Oh, and C3PO. And Lando. And Lando. Oh, true. The ones everyone cared about. Han, Luke, Leia, <laughs> Those three are alright, I guess. Luke's Force Ghost saw it. Yes, you're right. As Rags and, pointed out previously, uh, though, with how Force Ghosts work Han in the sequels, why even be alive? Memory, Memory Han, Han yeah. saw it. Memory <laughs> Han. <laughs> Memory Han. I love the idea that he's hanging Kylo out with the Force Ghost. told himself that he forgives himself, and that got him to be good. Like, man, that was easy. Yeah, the Force Ghost are like, we did it, guys. We finally defeated Palpatine, and Han is just there. They're like, what are you? And he's like, Kylo's memory. I don't know. Like, I'm just as confused as you guys are. <laughs> right. First off, call me Kylo. That's what my fucking name is. Yeah, I guess I'm just Kylo. Kylo's also there as a Force Ghost. He's like, I don't know. He's following me around at this point. Like, he just won't go away. <laughs> 
I'm gonna bring yeah. up an Kylo example so from powerful in the force that you can see his memories. They're just around. <laughs> shows because that's what real internet critics do i watch a lot of cooking competitions that's what? why i'm such a good okay. chef you know when you're watching one of these shows and alton brown says i'm gonna give you half an hour to make jalapeno pop he's so he's, he's gonna make the argument that just because it's original doesn't mean it's better than a copycat um for example if i said it's actually uh similar to chad's argument about spaghetti bolognese right like if if rags asks for spaghetti bolognese and i give him uh, a chocolate bar he's gonna be like what the fuck and I'm like, I'm reinventing spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> okay. But the, the, the failing of this argument will be that uh, that implies that Star Wars has to be one specific thing. And uh, the prequels cannot fit inside Star Wars compared to, I don't know, TFA, I guess. It's, food analogies are difficult when compared to media. There's a lot of variables that are being ignored oftentimes. And you think, yeah, okay, a jalapeno popper. I know what that is. I've been to fucking chilies but then one of the chefs goes into the kitchen and says i definitely want to reinterpret what a jalapeno popper is and give a mediterranean twist on it mediterranean what the fuck that is not a jalapeno popper and then she why makes not? this why well, yeah why well but i want to clarify that with... how could you apply this to star wars how could you like oh i want to do star wars but with a mediterranean twist <laughs> like, if know. you're gonna waste my time with an analogy don't be wrong yeah I mean, There's yeah, especially with food. You, surely this is possible with food. Well, I think, I think the problem is that there's nothing innately wrong with seeing something that exists and saying, I'm going to try and make it different. It's execution is the important part. Also, I've watched this show, but do they give you points for creativity and stuff? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I've never even heard of this show. Yeah, okay, but sure. what if they try it and they say, this is fantastic? Yeah, you know, exactly. This is the best jalapeno pop I've ever had, but it's Mediterranean. Then he wouldn't use this example because it would <laughs> be against what he said, so he wouldn't mention it. He'd forget it exists. He wouldn't even <laughs> he wouldn't bring it up. I like the idea that he saw it in an episode and he kicked his TV. He's like, no, no, <laughs> no, that's not what I. Uh, no, it's not what a jalapeno pepper is. You can't put a Mediterranean twist on this Mexican classic. You fuck. This is what she makes. It's wrapped in mozzarella cheese, and over here you have some hummus and popcorn with a little bit of lime on top. I mean, yeah, it's original. How can you show but their reaction? It's fucking mad. If all you wanted to say is that original things can still be shit, it's not controversial. Like, yeah, we all know this. I don't thing think we needed an example for that. No, I don't think we need an analogy at all. <laughs> well, look, okay, both of those judges. Maybe they don't like it. What if we all tried it and all of us loved it? So then That's it's the like, problem well, with food. It's the like, I, it's the ultimate subjectivisms is food. Yeah. Why is it like, if we say that's your taste? You know, put someone on your tug and it sends good tisms to your brain. Like, what are we gonna do? Be like, no, it doesn't. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> okay. It's like, okay. I feel like I'm the only one on the planet Earth that doesn't like the taste of water, but I don't go around saying everyone else on Earth is wrong because they like water. <laughs> I mean, I find it's probably not even related to taste whatsoever, but when I'm super thirsty, water tastes great, quote unquote. When I'm yeah, well, there's a lot of different kinds of water. Water tastes very different depending where you get it from. True, it's it. very true. I've said that before, and people don't believe me. They say no, all water what? tastes different. No, it doesn't. Th those people are evil. Stop them. They're clearly <laughs> they need to be. Yeah, stopped. those people are dumb. If you think all water tastes the same, you're fucking wrong. Yeah, the water in Flint, Michigan, tastes the same as like the water that gets pumped through Luxembourg. Like unless, unless we're specifically <laughs> referring to 
hydrogen and oxygen bonding together and literally nothing else and anything else in the water isn't actually the water it's impurities of the water in which case i'd say get out of my house leave you're not invited to my birthday parties anymore fucking ragged hitting the no button at that point just not no. having it nasty that looks nasty why is there why is there fucking popcorn on it my point is that it doesn't matter if something's original she fucking wants popcorn if it's still bad <laughs> doesn't matter if it's original if it's still bad that's all he was trying to say so it's interesting it's like all right then let's figure out what bad is man i wish uh, you would have given me good. I wish you well, would have given I, me such elaborate examples of your three <laughs> categories of criticism that are the foundation of this video. But you know what? It's important we know that popcorn doesn't go good on jalapeno this, poppers. This video is only 20 minutes long. You've got no time to waste. You can waste like a, <laughs> a, a fifth of it's done. Star Wars Episode One is the popcorn hummus jalapeno popper. It's original, yes, but it sucks. All right. Okay, so, cool. Oh All right. so then we move over to here to get a little bit more information on the good bad argument with the kids these days yes i don't see a bad movie as something like the room or troll 2. these movies have redeemable qualities they're actually fun to watch they're hilarious if your movie so it's not a bad movie opinion. yeah it's not yeah. bad if you have fun with it would you guys like to highlight the issue there <laughs> i had fun with uh. episode one i unironically i have lots of fun with the prequels so rip yeah the sequels are they tear my soul in twain yes the sequels the only fun i could get out of it is oh, like okay. laughing at the tragedy that is the sequels I don't know was the greatest comedy of the whatever, whatever it came out like i am all 20, the comedy well, i am all see, the i used to think that star wars was a comedy now i know it's a tragedy, tragedy. yeah <laughs> <laughs> movie's well known enough to get a big Hollywood mockumentary starring James Franco and Seth Rogen, then maybe you're doing something right. <laughs> oh no! Are we making so an ironic sad. argument that the room I is like good? If someone retold your story, you're doing something right. No, no such like, thing as bad press, folks. If someone does this, you've done something right. about how bad this thing was. Yeah. No one ever seen Downfall? Yes. Oh, I no. thought you were going to bring that point up, yeah. Fascinating. It must be amazing because it's being parodied so much. Fascinating. Wait, but argument. what about prequel memes? Surely that means the prequels are incredible yeah, because how much we will be able. He will address parodied. that eventually in this <gasps> this adventure we've got going. Oh, what I'm saying I can't is wait that, for that even special if these pleading, movies baby. only succeed at making you laugh at them because they're so incompetent, then they succeeded at something, even if it wasn't intentional. These are all what most people would okay. call bad movies, right? Well, I would like to propose the idea that these should not be considered bad movies. Bad You're movies wrong. are movies be wrong. that leave you yeah. empty. So bad is when uh, it leaves you empty. Oh, okay. oh my god, oh, that sorry, artwork. Dude, that's subjective. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the? <laughs> my favorite part of this is the expression on my face. <laughs> You're sad about it, but it had to happen. <laughs> Oh wow. my goodness. <laughs> Little long nephews. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I love it. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. Uh, a bad movie is one that leaves you feeling empty, is what he said. 
Okay. That's um, very easy so to categorize, isn't it? What does it even mean to feel empty? How do I how do I know? How do I know that I'm not feeling something else? You look stupid. It's when you feel empty. Like, well, yeah, empty is when you aren't feeling something else. You're not feeling like, anything. You feel empty, which is something, but not. By the way, I want to clarify. So you watch a movie in 2005 and you're like, God, that was bad. I didn't feel anything. Ugh. And then you watch it in 2015 while high or something. And you're like, that was fucking hilarious. So is that movie simultaneously good and bad now? Is it Schrodinger's movie? Schrodinger's movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one film that I've ever walked out on in the theater. And it was called The Fifth Estate. And it was so bland, uninspired, poorly cut. It was just so... It was just so bad. I would never watch this movie again. I ended okay. up leaving the theater because I realized yeah. the movie has no redeemable qualities, and it's not worth- Why do I feel like we'd be able to spot at least one redeemable quality? I mean, I, like, I I mean are the pictures in focus? No. I mean, is the sound quality balanced but he well? Felt, but he felt empty. Oh. Well, what enough, does this have to do with Star Wars? Well, I don't care what he thinks about these other movies. This is how he categorizes good and bad. This is important because this will help us understand why he thinks the prequels are bad. Don't you all feel informed for our adventure? Isn't it just so clear oh now? Oh my god, write like a little paragraph in the beginning of your video where you explain and then proceed with the rest of the video talking about the Star Wars. I mean, I don't... You'll get to talk about Star Wars soon, I guess. Yes, we're getting there. Did pay ten bucks. Yeah, minutes in, and there's no Star Wars. Bad movie. Lots of edgy people like to say the Force Awakens is a bad movie, or yes. even better, the edgy okay. people. The edgy. <laughs> Somebody came up to him and said, "Yeah, Force Awakens left me feeling empty." We could just be like, "Oh, well, we call him a liar." He's <laughs> edgy, <laughs> no. Which, by the way, it left so loads edgy? of people feeling empty. I know people who felt empty watching this film. They felt like it was the death of Star Wars. And I was like, oh, I didn't feel that way at, at first. Uh, Cosmonaut Variety Hour, just, yeah, you just... This doesn't work, dude, because people feel empty for different reasons, for different movies. This it's movie felt empty for different reasons. What? <sighs> Roll him back this a little bit. Kind of bad movie. Lots of edgy people like to say The Force Awakens is a bad movie, or even better, the worst movie ever made. A big Hollywood movie that made a kerfrillion dollars worldwide and was initially loved by everybody. No, that movie sucks. I right? hate that. I hate it, that. It made it. money. Like, so of course it was gonna make a shit ton of money. There hadn't been Star Wars in years. Of course it was gonna make a lot of money. Just to begin yeah. with, with all the new toys, the merch. Remember everyone losing their shit over Phasma's costume and nobody knew that it was a girl. And so when little boys were getting the costume, it's like, oh, that was a girl. You know, of course it was going to make money. Cool. I also, I like the idea of like, oh, it's a movie that made money. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> so you fucking idiot. Like, what do you think the, like, the Transformers movies are, if anything? like It's just... <sighs> Was, just keep her talking. The prequels sucked. Yeah, the prequels made loads of money. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that the prequels made loads of people really happy. Dude, Phantom Medicine was like the second highest grossing movie of all time when it came out. Like, I don't. This is... It made just under like a billion dollars. Yeah, in two in 1999. Are you guys noticing how easy it is to understand his system of categorizing? What? No, movies? I don't understand what his system. That? There's no system. It's, it's so clear. There's no system. It's so clear. What do you mean? Right? Did I say loved by everybody? Yeah, I did. Because I'm not fucking brain dead. I remember when the movie. 
Oh my oh, god. I, I, I kind of felt bad for calling him an idiot, <laughs> but he keeps insulting everybody, so, you know. It, there's a lot of people who didn't like it when it came out. There, I said it. <laughs> it's, it happened. It was a thing. Besides, why? People, yeah. Like what? So people, some people's minds have changed. Why? Why are you treating that like it's insane? It's like that could happen. I thought that was a whole thing that everyone advocates for. A lot of people liked the edgy. last Jedi when it first came out. You know, movie came out. Everybody liked it. I can't even count how many people liked the movie at first and then realized everybody else liked it and then decided that they hate it. That's not. Oh, that, no. that's, that's not, not what true. happened. <laughs> And if anything, that just makes the fact that they don't like it anymore. So clearly, they were convinced. Something convinced them that they didn't that, that it was bad, and so they're like, oh, "Actually, now that I think about it, I, I liked it at first, but now I can't not think about <clears throat> these problems and flaws." So, so that's yeah. You got all that in your head. Think about that now. When we jump into, so we're gonna get a little clip here from his TLJ review. <laughs> just to curveball it even more in terms of how this all comes together in terms of watching his videos, I guess. To enjoy this story, it doesn't need to be predictable for you to be satisfied by it. Number three, the hyperdrive kamikaze scene. There are some oh, people no. who are claiming that it is impossible to blow up a fleet by slamming into it with the hyperdrive. To those people, I have this worked. to say. You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time and Go away, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. Stop pointing okay. out that the thing that oh, I did I'm, makes I'm no away. fucking sense at all. This movie, go away. I'm yeah. having a good time. Ridicule. This is God. I'm lo I'm losing it. Like these are the worst things to say. Like, these are he's, so he's ticking a lot of boxes here. <laughs> these are a lot of the things yeah. we've come across before. It's like oh. Uh, whoops. Yeah, you shut up, jeepers! Uh! No, but all joking aside, shut the fuck up, you goddamn idiots! It's a movie about space wizards. There oh, are shut no the about fuck space up. wizards. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not how force. That's not how hyperspace travel works, dude. It's not. It's already been established. That's not how it works. That's not how it happened. But no movie's bad because it's a fantasy. I just like uh, that. You can do this for the prequels. Uh, hey, spinning is a good trick. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> spinning is a trick. <laughs> yeah, spinning is a good trick. Anakin was right. Back the fuck off. Uh. <sighs> do you know what I mean? You see, you get this, and you're like, no. He's so upset. People don't like fucking Star yeah, Wars sequels. Well, this is what I, I that's like. What it comes frame. across as bitter. We've come across this before many times. People can come across as very bitter in these videos. They're like, "Fuck you for choosing these reasons for not enjoying it." It's like, wow. Point of view it is that if you're really content with something and you don't care about other people's perspectives, you don't even really think about it. You don't even consider it. Like. Like, if someone were to come up to me one day and be like, you know, Crash Bandicoot 3 is a piece of shit game, I'd be like, okay, like, it's not, and you're never going to convince me, so I don't care. And then that would be, like, the end of the discussion. I wouldn't make a video on it. Of course I wouldn't, because I don't even care about that perspective. Wow, okay, high top. <laughs> oh, well, well, what am I, I yeah. Ah, oh, you got me there. You got me. Oh, no. I'm becoming the thing I swore to destroy. No. <laughs> No fucking rules. Stop making shit up to Man, be mad. His about. audio is clipping there. Yeah, we he, he just shit up to be I mad wanna, about. He just said stop making shit up to be mad about. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because we thought of that in our own Wanting minds. And we made it up. And now we're mad about this made up thing that we didn't see in the movie. Yeah, it's invented. It's not like you literally just. Yeah. Of it happening. <laughs> like you came home upset that Luke wasn't dominating throughout the whole film. And you're like, what can I hate this for? Um, Jesus. Uh, uh, hyperspace kamikaze. Yes, yes. I hate it for that. That's why. Whew. We did it. But no, <laughs> Thank God. Uh, it's not because it destroys like every idea. other film in this whole saga or I like, anything. I, I like the idea that somebody's in maths class or something, and um, I, let's go with the easy one. They say, like, two plus two is four, and then somebody else like, shut the fuck up! Get out of here! <laughs> so this is a system about things called unreal numbers. Who fucking cares if it makes sense? We're having fun. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> go away! Get out of here! Out. I'm okay if you complain about the plot holes. Complain about the weird. Is it a is a plot issue. hole. This is a plot, plot issue. Absolutely, it generates plot hole. holes everywhere. They had to actually heal it in the next film as best they could, and they fucked up even more. I don't. I don't think we can have a more definitive example of a plot hole when another the sequel film addresses it as a plot hole. They're like, Jesus, we have to fill this plot hole. It's fucked up. We can't drive across this fucking road anymore. Yeah. Plot hole that's so bad that retroactively introduces plot holes to other movies. Like, Hooray! Both going so forward bad. and looking back, there are problems yeah, now. Such so efficiency. Bad. Yeah, it's a really so bad talented move. It it causes plot holes. Spinning is now a that's trick. talent. Spinning like, is a neat trick. No, yes, it fucking it is. is. Kamikaze is apparently even better. <laughs> Kamikaze is a neat trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> editing, the bad ADR, the wooden acting, that's- I'm sorry, you think it's more valid to go for bad ADR than it is to go for the hyperspace kamikaze, really? Like- <laughs> Bad ADR is worse than massive plot hole Like, <laughs> destroying action that happens, yeah. okay, alright. I'm, I'm fucking dying, so I'm gonna- I'm gonna go to sleep. Really? You, you haven't even made it to the really? video we're covering! You out this early. I know, I'm a disgrace. Can you have a nap and come back in an hour? We'll probably have started by then. Um, I mean, how long are you gonna go? Well, well I don't need to miss up, all yeah. of it. Oh my god, Jay, don't in do like it. Two to three hours, so if you're back in like two to three hours, you can replace me whenever I have to leave. Because I, I feel like I might... I feel like if you're gonna do a 12-hour EFAF, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be awake when, like, you're, you're, you're still going no matter what. Yeah, sleep no. for a less amount of time than you want to. That's my argument. I will consider it. <coughs> okay, well, sleep well. You've upset chat. This is one of the times where they actually don't want you kicked. How do you feel? Have you got anything to say for yourself, you disgusting creature? Um... Uh, eat. Okay, well, Healthy. I mean, Jay's channel is in the description if you guys want to check out his nonsense. Um, it's off. You're, wel you're welcome to leave now, you piece of shit. Mm, I think I'll stay. Alright, cool. It's fine. Oh wait, people don't complain about those things. Those are normal things that are bad and wrong with the movie, but people ignore those in order to talk about shit because like this. Because it's more this. fucking important. How insane is this? <laughs> ADR is an editing mistake.
the hyperspace kamikaze is an in-universe plot disaster piece yeah well like, but this is the thing adr because i actually talk about it in the tfa part three it can go wrong for all kinds of reasons and doing it it's like the presence of it means you're trying to correct a mistake it's not necessarily a bad thing if you if you do poor adr as in i'm talking like this and then i re-record uh, re my line by recording it from over here and it sounds completely different in the middle of me talking then it's going to sound really bad that would be bad adr right but the presence of it alone isn't necessarily a bad thing it means they're trying to actually correct a mistake i find that way more interesting than saying hyperspace kabakazi automatically not criticism it's like what <laughs> That's yeah. an interesting system you've got there. What's up, bye, Jay? <laughs> it's shocking people don't think that this is a problem. People legit are like, oh, it doesn't matter. Well, if you remember, because this is actually worse, but uh, a lot of people don't see the um, the space chase as a problem. How many times have we had to explain it to people, Rags, where they're like, oh, come on, that's a nitpick. It's like, the whole film is a nitpick? Okay. I guess that's how uh, that This works. is the core <laughs> issue around which the plot is essentially yeah. about. Um, ships, fun kind of fact about space, you just keep going. You don't, like, fall and then get blown up. <laughs> yeah, it, like, that's nitpick, the thing. We don't have enough nitpick. hyperspace fuel to get to this further distance. It's like, that's not how... That's not a problem, it's space. No, as long you as you can get going. started, you're, you're yeah. fine. Analyze a film like a regular person and don't pick apart shit with made-up fantasy facts. Made up fantasy facts. Dude, all of Star Wars facts are made up. Someone invented them. Like, yeah, not, not to cite Thor, but uh, <laughs> you're off base here, buddy. Like all of it's like, made up. So is he saying nobody, like there are no rules in anything? Like a universe doesn't have to be consistent I guess, with itself. I guess he's saying like the knowledge that you cannot hyperspace kamikaze is not is something you've made up. While our whole argument is inference, we're like, if they didn't use it up to this whole, this point in time, then why? Why? Why, 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 yeah. why, why? And then you have people being like, because she invented it. And it's like, fuck off, she invented it. That makes oh no sense at all. God. If that were the case, they would be using that, you know, for like, ever. isn't that why they have it's Didn't they show in the prequels how when a ship went, you know, pilot got shot so uh the ship bounced off of the shields of the main uh enemy ship isn't that a thing well yeah in, uh, um, i guess in in the ot you have to destroy those shields before you can do any kind of uh kamikaze mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh nah fuck it i guess you can just I mean, maybe the supremacy didn't have shields and that was its weakness they didn't even yeah, try wow. it the entire time don't they reference the shields in it I just well, and plus, like, why I would they build to a watch giant this movie ship? Again. Don't the they thing? reference the shields? The dreadnought didn't have shields. It's like, why do you build the most important things and not have shields on them? Or Starkiller Base, you have it so that one random officer can just turn them off like a switch, like for the whole planet. Yeah. You'd think that they'd be more of a system. You need some more fail safes. Well, see, than this that. was the problem with the first Death Star: is that when you have an X-wing get close enough to it, the shields don't affect it. That's why they had to have the X-wings and Luke go in the trench. So that's why when they built the second Death Star, they had to go to the planet to deactivate the shield so that way they yeah. could get to the Death Star to blow the second Death Star up. So Almost why would like they not have shields on their dreadnought that is chasing the last few ships of the Resistance? It doesn't make Who's any sense. Who's the idiot that made that decision? <laughs> but no, that's like, complaining about nonsense <laughs> stuff. You guys should be complaining about ADR, okay? 
Oh, but hey, if you want me to use made-up Star Wars facts, how about in the book Tarkin, where they say that a ship with hyperdrive... If destruction of the base was the goal, why hadn't whoever was behind the attack used the ship as a bomb by reverting from hyperspace in close proximity to the moon? Um, okay. Well, it wouldn't matter what this says. It's a fucking third-party book, so... Yeah, and also, if it does say well, that, no, if he's gonna reference good. Tarkin, why doesn't he reference Plagueis? Why doesn't he reference Thrawn? Why doesn't he reference Bane? Actually, it's because he found this one quote that quote that he could twist from a book where I, I'm assuming somebody else hasn't read the rest of this entire page or this chapter for it to make sense. If he wants really to go and get into the books, you can very easily reference Thrawn and see how this makes everything he's saying invalid. But he's not. He's picking a quote from a random book that is well, to yeah, prove his they're point. just little facts in a made-up little uh, space adventure movie. You know, all you got to do is find a movie he really, really likes, and, <laughs> and then say, "All right, so if we introduce something that was completely contradictory to all the events that you like, would you still say it's not even something to concern ourselves with? It doesn't even matter." Because I have a feeling you wouldn't do that. I have a feeling, like, I already know you would, that you will absolutely, totally, 100% flip entirely once it's something you don't like. And I don't, I don't even see the connection here. How is it that he's drawing from... So he's like, stop drawing from fictional space facts, which, if I'm going to be generous, I think he's referring to, like, anything outside of the films. But then he does it himself when we haven't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're drawing well, from these other films. That he's like, lol, my book. And you're like, okay. <laughs> All he has to do is reference Thrawn or reference Bane because they have very specific, you know, examples of how hyperspace travel works and how you have to get a hyperspace lane to get from planet to planet. That's one of the main plots of the second book of the Bane trilogy is that they have to go to Coruscant. Darth Zana has to mask herself and hide the fact that she uses the dark side of the force to infiltrate the Jedi temple to go find a file that has a dead hyperspace route to the core planet of Tython. There is very specific callouts to why hyperspace kamikaze would not fucking work. But he's not going to use those examples because he probably didn't read those books and he found this one example online. He probably didn't go oh, and read the you know himself. You know he looks for this. Like he looks he for probably he, he hunted this place. down. He, he probably, yeah. yeah, he probably found this one quote that someone else said <laughs> on some Reddit thread or whatever, and he's like, oh, yep, I'll use that. Oh, uh, a lot of people want um, Anomaly Inc. to join. He was on the last EFAP, obviously, for the, the whole thing. And uh, he's actually covered this, I believe. Uh, at least I, I remember reading it. I don't know if, um, if it's like a mainline video or a stream or whatever, but he has. Um, taken this down, if you will. Uh, he will more than likely come back on EFAP in future. It's just that, obviously, we're, uh, we'll be fine with the... We're good for the main cast. Also, Anna's talking more now, so I'm excited. <laughs> I know, I woke up. Yes. Drive can blow basically anything up. In the extended universe, no, they talk about it all the time. Man, Hell, your it... audio is clipping, dude. Calm the fuck Yeah, his audio is clipping. <laughs> he's angry. He's can criticize. He's angry at the prequel. Then he's angry at the prequeloids. 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 He thinks they're prequeloids. He thinks people who are just angry at the sequel trilogy and love the prequels. This, this seems to be his uh, sort of position. Without. Looking too far into it? Somebody said in the chat that the book that he's referencing came out after The Last Jedi to retcon. Oh, oh. I, I don't know what yeah. book he's talking about. Because Is I that true? We can check that, surely. 
I'm, I'm looking it up right now because I was thinking, and I'm like, I, there's books that Tarkin is in, but I don't, I'm not, you know, coming, it's not coming to mind which one he's talking about. So let's see, this was a book that came out. Uh, no, it came out November 2014. That was before. Okay. Yeah, that's not just, just, just making sure. But, but uh, that okay, which Tarkin after... book is he talking about then? Yeah, I th it from judging from the front cover and the thing he cited in the video, it looks to be the 2014 one. So, okay, that would be before. Right, which, uh, no, wait, that would be before the movies, but after Disney. That's after okay, Disney bought it, yeah. So it is still that's Disney canon, so that doesn't fucking count. Yeah, <laughs> unless the author knew, if the author had known what was going to happen in the Last Jedi and preemptively wrote that into the book. Um, I'd have to do some research on it. Yeah, it's difficult to be definitive on this. Either way, uh, you can easily argue that it's like, you can't cite Disney canon to support Disney canon if our whole issue is it contradicts Lucas canon. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Well, I was just referencing books because he decided to reference the books, but mm -hmm. uh, if he's referencing a, a Disney book, uh, that if anything, the books that Disney comes out with after the movies hurt the movies more. <laughs> Would, Ship with hyperdrive yeah, can blow basically anything up. In the extended universe, they, they talk about it all the time. Oh wait, now he's gonna talk about the EU. You can't. All right, let's hear it. You can't escape. <laughs> like, if you were to finally, actually, definitively convince all of us that yes, it was possible this whole time, it's like, so why the fuck were they doing it? How yeah. come this isn't the single most important tactic and military <laughs> strategy around which yeah. all other tactics are are based this, about? This should be it's like well, insane. Uh, Going off of that point, it's like, okay, if this is the best way to destroy these ships, wouldn't you come up with or have this evolved tactic so that way people don't die? Oh, of course you and would. And just like, have yeah, automated planes, have droids run them, just... Eh. Well, imagine, imagine if, like, you found out the tanks, like, they're super powerful, but, I don't know, like, you shoot this one specific part on the front of it, it blows but the whole thing up. It. Like, yeah, you, like yeah. a regular bullet from any soldier out there can just it shoot a bullet. A tank. And then every every soldier in the battle. battle has one bullet, and they can <laughs> yeah. use that one bullet on any tank and instantly kill it. There yeah, wouldn't at be that tanks. point, you're going to make countermeasures, or, or you wouldn't be, have tanks, exactly. That's the thing. Under these rules, why the fuck are there capital ships? Why are those thing, Why are those a yeah, thing? If any single all fighter... ship should be as small as possible in this yeah. universe. So that you're harder to hit, and people can't hyperspace through you. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't care if a book said it works. It doesn't work. I don't even care if that book came out well, before the Disney canon. It doesn't work. Shields. There are shields. We have seen it. I think it's in Revenge of the Sith in the beginning when one of the ships bounces off the shields of another ship. You know, it well, didn't I mean, fall and go kamikaze into the ship. No, it doesn't. Um, I mean, the speed would definitely infect your penetration. That's what she said. I mean, that's what... Yeah. You, got, you guys You guys got to see this. But, uh, you, guys, yeah. you guys got to see what, this. What's this? So, I have declined. I decided the optimal viewing experience for the Last Jedi is on a plane eight hours into an international flight. Oh, Mark! Oh. Uh, Brilliant idea, Ryan. The perfect way to prevent people oh. from walking out. Oh. oh my God! No. What was this? Is this real? Uh, apparently, it's real. I oh I checked God. the original tweet as well. Like it exists. Uh, Ryan's deleted that tweet since. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Oh no. That, oh my god. I, I think oh. he didn't realize. Like, let's just pretend for a second. Ryan was like, hee hee, I have to watch my film. But it's like, Ryan, 
Don't you see what it they looks like you're saying? Leave. It looks like you're saying you want to trap yeah, people into watching your board. shitty yeah, films. Yeah, they can't leave. They can't leave unless they open up the emergency chute on the plane. It's like, it's worth it. He does realize, though, that you get multiple movies to pick from when you're on a plane, right? Oh, people aren't going to pick In, in his Jedi. world, they're all the last Jedi, and everyone is forced to pick. <laughs> and plus, it's probably not a good material to be watching on a plane, you know, the whole low maneuver. Yeah, that's true. Hell, in the first Star Wars movie that ever came out, they literally tell you that it's extremely dangerous to use hyperdrive in the first place. That doesn't yeah, that mean doesn't, that you can ram it into ships as a military mean. tactic. Yeah. It means it's dangerous to use hyperdrive. Oh, that's some wonderful sure logic right there. And I'm it's, sure there's context surrounding their usage of that hyperdrive in that scenario. So, hyperdrive, you have calculate a path so that way you don't go into a star or a supernova like Han Solo explains. It creates a path for you. Yeah, and why do you That's think you mentioned... not sitting there driving the Millennium Falcon the entire time because it's on autopilot going through the hyperspace lane. And why do you think you mentioned those two things? Because they're huge and you could easily end up in one of them. It's like it would be unlikely to clash with a ship or a planet considering how much nothing there is in space, but you don't want to risk... <laughs> clashing with a supernova, a star, or a black hole, or whatever, because you're fucked. But, yes, if you want to, you can extrapolate from that, that that means if you hyperspace in a straight line to anything, it explodes and you destroy it instantly. It's just like, oh, that's what even... <sighs> it's like someone, I don't know, pressing the button too many times on a lightsaber and it explodes and detonates a whole space station. They're like, hey, they established that they burn a lot of things, okay? Like, you can put it through stuff. Okay, if this ship was chasing them in a straight freaking line for the entire movie, and apparently it doesn't have shields because the their ship just rams right through it, why don't you just fight it? You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, they used two Tie Fighters. They sent three, but only two did anything. They could use two Tie Fighters and just blow the thing Does to shit. Does the ship so. not have button that you push that will shoot? Does that not work? No, anyone? I don't it know. doesn't yeah. matter because it's a movie about space wizards. Oh, well, fuck that. <laughs> That's not a valid excuse. Well, you're just nitpicking. Travel through hyperspace in like Dustin Crops, boy. So it's oh, not like Dustin Crops? I'm sorry, where's the Which... clip where Han says, traveling through hyperspace means that you destroy stuff when you hit it, boy. Yeah. This is why everyone uses it in military, boy. Way, that's not the case. I've read a lot of science fiction from Foundation to Halo, and there's generally... It's not, a, it's not a physical object that's traveling at these insane speeds in a straight line. Generally, no. the idea is that when you enter yeah. into this speed, you're basically not in the same plane of existence anymore. Pretty much. There's either the immaterium you know, or slip space or something like yeah, that. The, the as, as the MCU's been doing with the uh, gates or whatever, right? Where you can jump points, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're basically yeah. just cutting. It's like the whole wormhole theory, right? That you're like bending space so that you can get to places. Uh, hmm. Oh, boy. One of these days, I'm going to have a heart attack in a Star Wars video. So there Maybe are a lot of things to complain better, about as far as The Last Jedi is concerned. Some of these points are valid and some are not so valid. Talk about them. Do you remember his system? So he's, he's, he's you know, he's staying uh, true, staying true to the system. Like I said, I remember the lip service the concept like the of the system. <laughs> this is very easy to understand. Potholes or the bad writing or any of that stuff, I hear you. 
really, I do. This movie is flawed, but I- I don't know that you hear me because you said that the kamikaze doesn't count. I do okay. think it does something special. I'm gonna say something daring, but oh I honestly believe that every Star Wars movie sucks. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's oh, where that we're at now. Controversial. If things oh, weren't confusing really? enough already, now he said that they all suck. <laughs> it's like, okay. I don't understand you, man. I don't understand either. I am one of the biggest Star Wars fans, but you gotta admit, this what? shit's dumb. Oh my god. Why is it? What's dumb about it? What's Explain, dumb about his elaborate. strangling I'm not convinced. Java. You calling it dumb he, doesn't convince I, me that it's I dumb. I bet he thinks it's dumb. It's like, why should I listen to anything he says throughout this entire video? If at 15 minutes he says, oh yeah, by the way, I don't like Star Wars and I think it's all dumb. So it's like, all right, so you already are have a biased opinion on exactly what you're saying. But then he goes and starts off this video by saying, if you don't like The Force Awakens, you're wrong. Let me do a whole video, but then let me halfway or three quarters of the way through say, oh, I don't even like any of this to begin with. What's his point? Well, no, you said he oh, loves right. it all, but well, no, this is why it's so hard to pin down. They're all bad. He likes them all. You shouldn't say Force Awakens is bad. The prequels are really bad, actually bad. And the, the sequels are way better, even though they're copycats. Not all of them, though. But also, what yeah. makes things good and bad is based on these three categories, and Star Wars is all the category that is bad. It's like, what? Yeah. So, are they good? I'm so confused. <laughs> what is the state of Star Wars? Please tell me in your mind how that it works. She strangled an alien. That means it's, it's bad. It's like, oh. Yeah, I'm willing to bet it's probably because, oh, goofy high concept, so it's bad. That kind of thing. You know, the whole idea of like, I'm an enlightened person. I watch movies that only have human beings set on Earth. Not like these wacky, crazy science fiction stories. I, I can't help but not see that whenever I see somebody say something like that. But... It's still awesome. We just oh. make different excuses for oh, the Star Wars movies that we enjoy. It's we make different excuses for the ones we enjoy. Okay, well, so uh, then by his own definition, this video is just an excuse. Apparently, I, I guess like you would agree with that. I don't know. Yes, yeah. That's, that's his own logic that yeah. he just said. His He's own been pitching for fifteen minutes, and then now and then it's everything is just an excuse. Yeah. This video is an excuse. Yeah. By the way, if you were to imagine this, like, scale it up and go fantasy style, like, we're analyzing sort of, we haven't even gotten to his arguments on the prequels really yet. We're just looking at the way he's setting up the fight, if you will. And it's just like, yeah. he's just, you know, he places a catapult right at the front line and he aims it at himself. And we're all just like, um... Keep going, uh, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, carry on. I, I'm not sure where this is going. It's like, I'm gonna have several like, soldiers no, lying no, I, down. I pass. I'm gonna pour lava over my men. You're like, okay. <laughs> I don't, right. Is that a bait or? Like, actually, all men are shit. Shit's dumb, but it's still What's dumb about awesome. It? We you just make just different say excuses for the Star Wars movies that we enjoy. I've talked to people who hate The Last Jedi, but then they say they love the prequels. They come up with excuses for why those movies are good. <laughs> That's not an excuse, that's no, an No, that's not a contradictory Why statement you've highlighted from these people. Oh my god. Is it, I don't know, it's, it's so fascinating to listen to with all of these things put together. In my video on The Force Awakens, I addressed this issue a bit more, so I'm not gonna go into <laughs> it again. That terrible arguments that he made, like, I already addressed this point. Did you? Oh Did, Did you, you though? Very well reasoned. Yeah.
basically, this is the kind of series where you really need to just accept the dumb stuff and enjoy the stuff that you like. You so don't how do know. you conclude what? that the prequels are bad and TFA's good then? Yeah, just accept the dumb stuff. You can't conclude anything about anything in Star Wars if you do this. It's all... Everything that like he's it. saying right now is hypocritical of everything he said the past 15 minutes of this video. Yeah. I mean, no movie can be bad. There is no, there is no bad movies. And if you ever don't like a movie, it's because you just need to accept you the dumb know, stuff. Yeah. It goes to... Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go uh, ahead and talk about... Oh, right. So, yeah. So that's that for just, again, just extra information that is... So one of the things he said, if you remember, in that selection was it's Space Wizards, it's all bad, and taking it seriously is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Okay? Um, then we got right, this. So... Okay. This is a different video again, just a snapshot for you folks to enjoy in terms of understanding. They have a stupid gimmicky lightsaber. Plus, the new Inquisitors use their weird gimmicky lightsaber to fucking fly like a helicopter. I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. Anyone who takes this show seriously needs to just look at this. Imagine if this was in a mainline Star Wars movie. Do, do you understand how confusing this is? Yeah, just <sighs> accept the dumb stuff. I don't... Yeah, exactly. Except like, after everything stuff. we've just seen, and then he says that, you're like, I... But... But I thought it was all stupid because it's all space wizards. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you complain about this and then allow everything else? I don't understand. I thought you just said everything to do with Star Wars is bad, and that we make excuses for the ones we like. like I don't understand. Yeah. I just want to know what is your system. This is important if we're going to be talking about movies, especially someone who talks about a lot of <laughs> movies over an amount this of time. This is his job. No one. Like, how do you not? How How is it that I have no idea whether you will like something or not? I don't even think he understands. Because he's been contradictory of everything. He, yeah, he just that. goes in and if he just, his feelsies are good and he likes it and it makes him warm and fuzzy, he'll come up with reasons why it's good and why the problems don't actually make anything stop. bad. Here comes the next fucking wrench. Wars. All the other main characters in Star Wars are really good at stuff. Oh, how come Obi-Wan can defeat a Sith Lord all by himself oh, when his He's been Lord, training for 20 fucking years! Yeah. He also like got the jump really on Maul. I would like to point out, that, uh, that was the first time Darth Maul faced two Jedi as well. Wanna, and so that was his first time. He got lucky with the first one. Second one, it gets he worse. didn't get so lucky. Because he's going to say this again when we get to the prequel video, so you can just sort of, we can, we can ignore that one, just listen to what he says next. Even do that. How come Luke is really good at using the Force? All he did was pull a thing out the, of the ground. The, the scene yeah, he has like for reference. Really I was going to say, this is probably like, one of the lowest forms of Jedi using Force we've ever seen. Pulling an object really a meter toward you. And we accept it as totally plausible and reasonable <laughs> that children can do it. How do you... Like that kid in TLJ used it, and he was a kid who was never trained. And we, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think anyone has a problem with that. Yeah, this is this is not going to work because again, this was three years later, and it was really hard it's, for him. It's to just really pull really a out of the snow. Compare this Meanwhile, to what Ray, Ray does. Did yeah, yeah. It's like Ray the first did time it. We see Kylo. He stops a blaster in midair. Luke yeah, is struck. Yeah, yet he can't pick up a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> Training. Star Wars characters are really lucky and they're really good at shit because they're the main characters of a stupid action. 
So I want to no, highlight. No, Shad. No. Oh my I want, god. I want to highlight the example he's using is Han running after There's a group of stormtroopers, yeah. shooting one and running away as an example of they're yeah. really good at shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> he failed, yeah. This is Han <laughs> running away like, because he can't take on four stormtroopers as opposed to one. Obviously, depending on what version you watch, there's more stormtroopers, but uh adventure series. Okay, there's more. Yeah, people only care that Ray is really good at shit and it drives me fucking crazy, man. No, she's insane. Yeah, we know everything. That. Isn't that nah. isn't that some of the most disingenuous argumentation though? It's like, oh yeah, people have a problem with Ray, while Han can shoot a stormtrooper and Luke can grab something a meter away and from Luke him with the force. Luke can grab a lightsaber and it, with much difficulty, with great yeah, effort. Extremely <laughs> dishonest reasoning here. Insane. Um. Very uh, very scummy. And so yeah, well, just like just keep in mind. Try to use visuals to like expand upon what you're saying but he's using the worst visuals to make his points at know? this point and so mm -hmm. the highlight there obviously is that everyone's a mary sue so you know get over oh, it it's just like wow okay and then we got this bit storytelling she couldn't be more mary sue unless she was also force sensitive which at this point wouldn't even really surprise me Wait, i feel so like if she was written <laughs> differently what is she is really go this is what about so this is obviously the Wait. highlight. He has an issue with a character called Sabine in, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. And, and he's I saying the problem is she's a Mary Sue. It's like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> no, she was on Mandalore. There's been wars going on on Mandalore since she was a child. She has a family that have trained her to be a warrior since she was a fucking child and could hold a blaster. How, so he has incorrectly labeled a character Mary, Mary Sue. Sue. Yeah, but it's but, like, but, how but, but oh that's God. not even that's, that's not it doesn't even matter because he said it doesn't matter if they're Mary Sue because everyone he is. Yeah, that's right. Everybody's Everyone's a Mary, Mary Sue. Sue. Oh Dexter my Jester, God. Mary Sue, Deathstick guy, Deathstick guy was a Mary Sue. So films are only bad when you feel nothing. You should focus on what you enjoy and ignore the dumb stuff. And it's too stupid to have lightsabers that allow you to fly, but also don't complain about nonsensical things because nobody should care about that in a Space Wizards movie. Um, also, all Star Wars movies are bad, and people make excuses to explain why they like stuff. Don't use third-party canon, but also use it if it helps you make more sense of things. Uh, valid and invalid is the way that he does this, by the way, on top of all of that. Also, being a Mary Sue is bad, but also it's fine <laughs> because everyone is. Like... <laughs> And we haven't even started his prequel video. Like, knowing all of this, does it not just make everything insane? Like, how can you possibly conclude anything? Oh my god. It, well, another thing, it's like, he's completely throwing away the fact that one of the things about her character, that the main character kind of, he, he doesn't know a lot about her, but he's, he's like, interested in her, and she won't ex tell him about her past, and then you find out one of the big things was that she was one of the recruits for the Empire, and so that's why she has all of this inside knowledge on Empire tactics. And then she left the Empire because she didn't, you know, she wasn't fucking insane. And then you find out that she actually, when she was working for the Empire, she's very smart and innovative, that she created a weapon that allows the Empire to shoot through Mandalorian armor, which before that was almost impossible. And so it's a really big thing in the last season, and it's one of those character pivotal moments. And he just glazes over that and calls her Mary Sue. It's like, no, she's a very flawed person. She makes mistakes. It'd be like her creating the atom bomb and giving it to the Nazis, you know? That's what she did, and she's ashamed of it because a lot of people died. And it was her own people. How the fuck is that a Mary Sue? I don't think he watched the show all the way through. But, but Anna, 
even if it is, it's okay. You can't because tell everyone's if he watched the show or not. <laughs> like, if he watched the show or if he didn't watch the show, his argument wouldn't be affected by that at all. His his brain is not affected by information like the rest of us. Well, I I, I think it's his like his like position on I don't know film analysis reflects his channel basically. Like, enjoy it, have fun, try not to think about. Oh, none of it makes any. None of it makes any sense. Like, like, like his channel doesn't make any sense. But it's like, yeah, but have fun with it. Just have fun. Be like, oh, okay. And this is the thing. If I he's just... not having fun with one of the Star Wars movies, then it's probably a bad one. If he is having fun with it, it's probably a good one. I think. Yeah, and, and you might be like, well, what's absurd about that, Muller? And I'd be like, no, I just wish he was honest about it. Like, that's all he's got. That's his only metric. Because the rest of this is nonsense. My head hurts. <laughs> Which brings us to his prequel video. Is everyone excited? Uh, <laughs> no. That's right. what we were. That's what we're here for. How long did it take us? Let's have a look. Literally, it's three <laughs> hours, and and one of our guests died. So <laughs> we making good progress. Clones are based on. Oh, hello. Let's go back to zero. All right. Here we go. Star Wars: minutes. The Phantom Menace was the most disappointing thing wait, since wait, my can son. Wait, wait, can I go pee yes. first before yes. we start this? Go for it. Okay, I'll be right back. We can talk about how uh, I think people don't like to make like big prequel analysis sort of stuff without mentioning Plinkett. He's like the almost the elephant in the room in a way to be like, I'm not the first person to do it. I guess. Um, people still want us to cover his videos. I think, um, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe down the line. Who knows? How, chat, how are you feeling? How's everything? <laughs> What's up? You guys, it's been a weird EFAP, huh? Three hours of uh, lots of different things happening. Mm hmm. Obligatory hour lame reference. Yeah. Uh, oh. So, yeah, this is a really shitty YouTuber. Well, so this is the thing. I think he's probably a nice guy and everything, which is worthless as a statement, right? Because if you weren't a nice guy, you're you're in trouble. Like, he should probably just try and yeah. reach that standard. Uh, friendly, cordial, civil. Probably has some decent comedic timing on a lot of the stuff I've seen from him, I guess. But um, I just don't think he's very good at his job. And if you were like, well, no, what do you mean? Uh, I'd be like, I guess film critic trying to be like you t you watch the film and you manage to condense it down into component parts that can help explain to people what like what the art form is doing achieving translating sending messages about and what parts of the craft is either being uh, improved or or failed i just don't think i just don't think he does a very good job at any of that um i think he's 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 just like really really just having fun watching the movies and then just sort of points out things that come to his mind. I don't think there's really any system there, which again, it's fine, no, you can no do that. No, it just staggers me that like... he's like incredibly popular and it's like, oh, okay. Must be doing something, right? Yeah. And you look at it and you're like, mm. He had a video that hit the algorithm right and catapulted. That, that he usually covers topical stuff, whether or not, like, like he, he's on top of the, the topical stuff. Like he did, um, he's done Game of Thrones, obviously Star Wars. Um, well, I would have more references. MCU. It only makes sense if you don't know anything about also, Star Wars. He also titles things uh, in incendiary ways. Like, he's the, the Raimi Spider-Man films. He has, like, a video, which we covered, called uh, Why It Sucks. Like, which is very controversial to say that the Wait, Raimi Spider-Man Spider films as a whole, they all suck. No, one's good, two's incredible, three's shit. 
Yeah, that's that's what we we did. Those EFAP like I want to say EFAP fifteen or something. We it was with CJ. Yeah, I really Good loved old. watching the first two again. Yes, very good films. Um, so yeah, he has that. He has um, like I think he did it for the Amazing Spider-Man films as well. Uh, like he's his video on like the OT Star Wars films is called the Ultimate Review, if I remember correctly, or his sequel ones. And so he he like labels his videos as sort of definitive takes, but I'm sure he would never say that that's what they are. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, are we all ready? Uh, can you be ready? <laughs> Just before I start this breakdown, I have to address the big red letter in the room. The Mr. Plinkett reviews by Red Letter Media are probably the best analysis of the Star Wars prequels on the internet. And unfortunately mm -hmm. for me, they are incredibly in-depth. These movies have been around for a while, and there's almost nothing I can say that hasn't already been said by... That kind of, if you really feel that way, then all right. You know, like, dude, I imagine. This is, like, I've said before, but, like, part of why I don't want to do a Bioshock Infinite video is because Matthew Matosis destroyed it already. I, like, I feel yeah. like the job yeah. has been done. It was very, yeah, I did a very, very, very good job with that. Um, and so I'd be like, so why did you feel the need to make this? But maybe he's going to explain that. Someone. But you guys have been demanding that I review these movies for oh, years now, and I do have a lot to say. So I'm just going to go in with a clear mind and put the God, good old cosmonaut spin on things. I yeah, I mean, say, we've addressed um, this before. You know, it's vocal, the vocal fry. Vocal fry is actually very damaging. Miserable. Like, he's like, all right, I'll tell you well, what. If, I he has to put effort into this, surely. Vocal fry. Yeah, yeah we can all, there's no way he talks like this, really. Everyone could do it. You just have to crank that part of yeah, your but voice. Yeah, like, it's bad for your throat, so you shouldn't. I don't know why you're doing I, it on purpose. Doctors do not recommend. Some people actually talk. Oh, not... I mean, yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah I'm just, they do, but like, it feels like he's putting it on. Uh, mm. Yeah, and personally, I'm not a fan, but, you know, do whatever you want, I guess. Things because I do not like these movies. I barely even like them ironically. These movies are not a guilty pleasure for me because when I watch them, I feel no pleasure, only guilt. Like I said in the last video, you have to be brainwashed oh, so into you liking empty these then. movies. Good. I so oh. they're not Ooh. bad movies then, awesome. Also, not empty does mean bad. <laughs> also, you just said you have to be brainwashed into liking these movies. Like, oh, no. Okay. Like, I, I disagree so fucking heavily. Liking them? Really? You have to be brainwashed. Damn. Yeah. I know this because I was brainwashed. They came out with these uh, boring ass <laughs> movies with a racist Jamaican caricature alien and they sold us toys and. No, how, how, oh, I hate that argument. I'm like, how the fuck is it racist? So then, uh, that being said, is, is Ray racist because she's got a British accent? Well, yeah, all British characters are bad in fiction if they have British accents. Yeah, this is. Is it racist that uh, fuck? What's his name? Uh, was speaking um, what Somali or uh, what is the the language? Some some African language is that racist? Is that racist? Even though like people in Africa lost their shit because like holy shit, somebody in a movie speaking our language and he was like some of their favorite character. Is that racist? What's the thing? Is it, that fucking, uh, no. This ruling gets really awkward because it'll it, we don't it just never gets applied equally. It's just seemingly random. It's when it's like I don't like this thing now it's racist. And you're like oh. Well, is is it racist that they gave the black stormtrooper an American accent, like as reminiscent of American slavery? <laughs> this is the like, thing. Is, is that, I think if people. I Racist, but then I saw the clip where Finn or John Boyega, he he's like, "Oh yeah, I did it in my normal voice," and he's like, "No, that didn't feel right." So oh, put on yeah, well, that, that's the thing, right? And that was I his would, choice I, to do that. I they never told him. 
you have to be oh, a man. really okay because yeah. i imagine that they're in a boardroom they're like no we got one british person all right that's too many all right <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be american now you know um also, yeah, just to mention again, the, those uh, those timestamps and the sort of linear nature of exploring the mind of Cosmodel, uh, sophistic autistic helped out uh, quite a bit with Sorry. that, so thanks again. Um, but yes, uh, it's, it seemed very casual. I guess he's not going to focus on that, or maybe he will, but um, maybe we'll return to that. I don't know. And video well, games this and is just something that I hate that people say, because people will say that, oh, Jar Jar was racist because of that. I'm like, if anything, he's in being inclusive of, you know, using that i i didn't never got that it was a jamaican but i was a kid when i watched it uh if anything if you watch something like cool running like that, that's a little well, bit more on the nose but that's comedy um you know? apu right is apu racist and i'm well, sure uh, cosmonaut would have to conclude yes yeah. he would have to conclude yes um and i don't know if but, he wants to go down that path because you'll start to have to call loads of things racist that are just, I just clearly feel like, not i feel like you i feel like you lose a lot if you start taking the perspective of apu Man, like, because I remember there was a whole thing of, is Apu racist? Like, man, like, I really like Apu. I would be sadder if Apu didn't exist as a character in The Simpsons. So, the, Well, that's one of the I big just, counters, is that Apu is one of the best people in Springfield. He's, like, he one is, of the best characters. He is characters. honestly one of the best characters in that show. Like, and we're not, I, I don't mean, like, episodes. you know, in terms of some great arc. I just mean, like, almost in altruism. Like, he's he's a very good well, person. yeah, exactly. Except for, um, except for, thank you! I'll see you in hell! I, I mean... <laughs> There's a special <laughs> circumstance that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm, uh, but yeah, you know, a lot of stereotypes get lost, and uh, it's just, if you want to make that your ruling, prepare to lose a lot of stuff you find funny, or even just fair. Like, just things or that just are... valuable. Yeah. yeah. Halloween costumes. And this was my whole childhood. New movie, new video games, new toys, Star Wars potato chips, Star Wars candy, yeah, Star Wars cool, was actually. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I like really Star Wars. Cool, that what a cool games. You know yeah, awesome being a kid when the prequels were coming out and getting all of the new freaking toys? That was awesome. I loved well, it. I, Everything that he showed Wars was cool. I loved it. <laughs> I think uh, for me it was the video games was the, the thing that was really cool in like oh, the yeah. early 2000s. Battlefront 2, man. Like, I know it hasn't aged super well, but oof. That was that was the gem. Mm -hmm. Oh and, yeah, um, like everyone played that. And we just don't get that anymore. That's that's the thing. It's like, they now killed it. what do we get? They we we killed got it. three games in five years. Two of them are pretty bad, honestly. Um, we've had movies that nobody's really enjoyed. We've just, it's, it's, it's really diminished what it is. I don't like the framing here. Like, you enjoyed this as a kid. You like this. Why are you making it seem like this sucks <laughs> and that this is bad and they got you? Well, he's, you like he's, those he's explaining how you were brainwashed. Well, Why? Because there was a supply and demand and Lucas supplied the toys. And people were really keen for these toys. <laughs> You know how a lot of people always say all the content surrounding the prequels was great and also the prequels were great? Nobody ever says all the content surrounding the prequels were great but the prequels weren't so good. Nobody ever says that. It's all just so cut and dry. It's all great or none of it is. And, yeah. yeah. I was watching also, Star this Wars is an ad for 1994, buddy. So this was before the prequels came out. Yeah, 99 is Phantom Menace, isn't it? Yes, this is five years ahead of time. You're talking about... Yeah. I think he's clipping different commercials. I suppose yeah, you could argue he's just, he's just throwing yeah. in commercials when he's talking about commercials. It's fine. Right. 
since before yeah, the prequels yeah. even came out. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. It truly fucking blows my mind that people are only just now mad at Star Wars for being a cash grab franchise that only cares about We merchant. ain't just now mad no, at No, no. <laughs> Yeah. I've we've all I, I think we all agreed as cash grabs either. since the since Empire since the literal sequel we're like okay so now there's going to be a huge element of gunning for money as opposed to strictly a creative vision and that's it even the first one this is not a necessary problem but the longer it goes on the more commercialization there is and the the more dubious things like a fucking Fortnite tie-in we're going to be more frustrated I think that's only natural want to hear Palpatine's message. <laughs> Then I hope you buy Fortnite! Also, uh, I need to go and check on something real quick. You guys oh can have goodness. to entertain chat. How dare you? Alright, we can entertain chat. Uh... Gosh. No, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I... No? All this pressure, I just... Rags, do you feel like they were racist against dogs since there's no dogs? Since there are no dogs, that the lack of inclusion of dogs is racist. Yeah, do you feel that? Way? I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of grateful that there are no dogs in the in the in the sequels because they'd ruin them. How do you feel about the dogs in Avatar, though? In Avatar, the Last Stairbender, or the blue people, weird Avatar. blue people one. Which one? The the blue people one. The like the the ones they would ride on and they'd fuck their tails together or whatever the, they do. The, the the dogs. Remember when he's alone in the forest for the first bit and at night and he gets attacked by the wild dogs. No, I don't. <laughs> and then he sees them later with like puppies. They're they're all black and slimy looking. I don't remember that. You know, it's been so that, that's, when that she that that's when he first meets her and then she takes him to the tree house because he's getting attacked by the dogs and she saves him. I, 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 I just don't quite remember that movie. I, I saw it so long ago. There's been so I much time between you. here and then. I, I will just... show you. Oh, my goodness. I feel like that's the thing you would point out. That there's a dog well, in the that's the thing. That movie was so unmemorable and mediocre that I just don't remember it. It made me feel empty, which means it's bad. Oh, uh, I love that movie. What do you love about it? I like uh, the creature design. I like the entire look of the planet. Uh, I like that he was a paraplegic and then he gets legs and he, you know, finds a new people and... Uh, I like that it is basically Pocahontas in outer space because I love Pocahontas. Uh, I like the whole thing. I like it. I like it. But that's just me. I know there's problems with it, but I like it. Uh, there's All the right. dog. I just shared the picture. That's an that's an odd dog. Yeah, you don't like it? I think there's puppies. Unusual. It's certainly a spacey doggo. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like if they just like attack people. I mean, he must have done something. There must have been a reason, you know? They wanted to eat him. Yeah, but why? Food. They hungry. Oh. Uh, They're predators. That seem a little callous, doesn't it? I don't know. That's what predators usually do, right? 
they hunt for food. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Seems all right. I mean, I, I mean, I listen. I don't be it far from me to condemn the dogs in Avatar, but uh, ah, oh, Left for Dead, Dead Air. <laughs> that was a campaign in Left for Dead. Pick something to talk. Yeah, let's talk about the Left for Dead campaign, Dead Air. Mm. How do you feel about it? Very... What are your what are your thoughts? Did it make you feel empty? Which, as far as I'm concerned, and what I've been taught is that if it makes you feel empty, that's that's whether it's good or not. That's how you determine whether it's good or not is if it makes you feel empty. I think, but I can't be sure. So who knows? Please answer the question. All right. Bye. Well, I liked it. So there. Good talk. I enjoy our discussions. Yep. Uh, we, we, yep. What, what? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Left for Dead. Dead Air. The campaign. What, what about it? Wait, what? How do you feel about it? I didn't play Left 4 Dead 1. Really? No, I, I, uh, I only played a little bit of Left 4 no. Dead 2 and not a lot. Yeah. Well, how'd you feel about it in Left 4 Dead 2? The campaign. The, uh, yeah, the campaign mean? Dead Air. Oh, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't remember that one. I don't remember that. Like I said, I didn't play that much. Uh, I see. I thought it was yeah. all right. I still think No Mercy is probably the best. Um, I like No Mercy. I like... Uh, I really dig the... Uh, I might be a little short on some of the names. Um, right. I guess none of them really stand out as bad. I don't really care for the swamp one. Swamp Fever, I think it was called. Wasn't really a fan of Swamp Fever. I generally now. don't like swamp levels. Mahler, right. what's your least favorite Left 4 Dead 2 campaign? So like of all of them all. I remember what's the one Yeah, what you just said. The watery one. Whenever you're in water, I fucking hate it. So Yeah, like, I don't like Swamp Fever. Swamp the the one is it I can't remember what it's called, but the one where like the whole town is uh flooded, I think. There's like a whole flooded level, and I remember being like, great, I have to walk through water for like the whole thing. That's great. Oh, the one where you have to go past the, the sugarcane field? And the, like Possibly? The, the, the field? I don't remember them. The problem you is... Go back, you, have, you have to go back and it's raining? I'm OG, okay? When the demo for Left 4 Dead came out, I played No Mercy like a thousand times with my friends. We couldn't stop playing yeah, it. I, it was so much fun. So it's I the only campaign no I remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm firmly there. But this is this is the one, and I do agree that I do not particularly enjoy this one, where you go to the gas station to get gas to bring back, and on the way back, you because it's it's the one where you have to go there and then you have to go back, uh -huh. and when you go back, it's like rainy and stormy and stuff. I don't really care for it. Yeah, can't say it's my favorite. And and there is a swamp one, right, with the the mud people or whatever. Like hard rain, mud men. Yeah, yeah, Swamp Fever, I think, is that one. No, so yeah, Swamp no, Fever no Mercy. Hard rain, not no Mercy just felt crafted. Like the whole thing was very deliberate, while the other ones are like feel a bit more gimmicky to me. Yeah, because there is no gimmick in No Mercy. It's just go, survive, 
get yeah. to the end. Good. This is, is good. This it's good game? simple level design. You it know is. what? You want a spicy take on level design? I'm about to drop a fucking spicy ass take oh, on geez. you. The library is better than assault on the control room. Fucking fight. No. Yep. Nah. Yep. Yep. No. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. What is Okay, this? I need reasons. Mm -hmm. I need any. All right, now this is purely subjective. Me. This is purely subjective. Um, I okay. do think oh, yeah. that... Yeah, yeah I, I do think that uh, I understand why people don't like the library. However, the reason why I really hated Assault on the Control Room is I really hated the level designs of a lot of the rooms. Um, whereas both yeah. levels are repetitious, I feel like the library's repetition is a lot more simple, and it's a lot more conducive to fighting the enemies that you're in and i generally i enjoy fighting the flood a whole lot more than i enjoy fighting the covenant okay that is a very controversial take right there yeah. that you enjoy mm -hmm. the flood That's more why. than I, oh no I, I don't think it's con no i don't think that part's controversial i don't think it's controversial to say i enjoy fighting the flood more i think the controversial part is that i think that the library is a better mission um, than the i think that i think I that no i think that it is oh right, we're, we're talking about halo one um <laughs> don't worry i'm lost no, too i in the first halo through um when it came out on the master chief collection and i just i thought that i thought that assault on the control room was just a long boring slog but i was having fun with the library because it's just yeah just go through this level and shoot all the enemies and you I'm always still, know where to go and what to do it's very dude, straightforward I'm stuck on you like the flood more than the covenant the co oh as yeah far as I'm absolutely concerned, the covenant yeah. is appreciably stronger faction to fight against than the flood um, um maybe i think the easiest way to break it down is when it comes to the covenant it's a lot easier to break down all of the classes and the distinct role that they play in the battlefield and the different ways that you can go about taking them on whereas when you got like the flood carrier form it's just like yeah shoot it when it's far away and then it'll blow up a bunch of other things as opposed mm -hmm. to like okay so i've got a, uh like a gold covenant uh, a gold elite and like a red elite and I've got a bunch of jackals who are sniping, uh, you know, shooting at me from afar over there, as well as some grunts I need to deal with. But and now the, I need to figure out which order I want to go through. Whereas with the flood, I like fighting more enemies that are weaker instead of fewer enemies that are stronger. I don't. I think that one of Halo's strengths is that you're fighting enemies who are actually kind of strong, like uh, like like the Covenant. I've never heard anybody think... say that they like the, the flood more than the Covenant. That that is a first for me. Really, it's the first. No one's ever said that. Really? Yeah, pretty much everybody agrees that the Covenant is a better faction than the... I think the Flood are good. I'm not saying that I mean, they're like, bad, by I, the way. I think I mean better, good, but... like better fleshed out and explained uh, and aesthetically, sure. I but I think well, that in actually fighting them, I have more fun fighting the Flood. I like the fact would... that they're all swarmy and they rush you and they can have such a wide variety of different weapons that they use. The reason I why the Covenant is stronger is because there's a much clearer breakdown of the design at play in terms of here's your big space, here are six or seven unique, distinct alien types that are immediately identifiable from afar. Figure out how you want to take them down. I think that's the purest distillation of what makes a Halo game particularly enjoyable compared to a lot of other shooters. Is Here's your sandbox. Here's your six or seven distinct enemy types. Here's a bunch of weapons that you can use. Figure it out. And that so is much stronger for the Covenant than it is for the Flood. In terms of the amount, uh, I still think that a bunch of infection forms and the carriers and then the combat, whatever they're called, the normal units. I just, um, I just think that's I think it's more fun well, to fight I mean, more of them when I, they're rushing I, you and to I fight mean, more tactically against the Covenant. 
I think that you lose a lot with the fact that it's because they're rushing you. It's just frantically whoever's closest. I like the shooting. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, depends on what I mean, weapons they sure, have. Sure, like sure. I guess it's um because the idea is you want to take down the carrier forms when they're in like a crowd or something. But well, I mean, what you, I, you what... know that if one has a shotgun, you have to kill it before it gets close to you. If oh, one has, yeah, a shotgun, sure, you but, have to but, prioritize but, it over everyone else. But do you see what I mean when it comes to like if you're fighting the Covenant, you got some options here. You know, like if you've got if you've got the only time you don't have an option is the very few instances where they just throw elites at you with a, a sword. Um, and it's like, oh, well, I got to get him before he gets to me. But otherwise, um, there's much more choice in terms of how you want to approach it. Whereas, like you said, sure. if there's a flood carrier form, you want to get it first before it gets close to you. That's the only choice. Kill it before it gets close to you. If there's a combat form with a shotgun, kill it before it gets close to you. Whereas if you're fighting the Covenant and you've got, you know, you've, you've got an instance where you've got maybe like two or three elites you got a bunch of grunts and uh, some jackals. You have some choices there. You might want to get rid of the jackals first if they're shooting at you from afar, or you might mm -hmm. want to take down the elites before they get too close, or you want to whittle down their shields or something like that. There's just way more options. Um, yeah, sure. But admittedly, it's um, it's probably Halo Two comes out in like two days, so that'll be a good um, that'll be a good test yeah, of it. I'll play that through again. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty I think, sure I that. I certainly think the flood got better as time went on when they added more yeah. stuff for them. Got better as time went on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've always, I've just, I've always enjoyed uh, fighting the flood more than the Covenant. Uh, that, that's really... fair enough that you enjoy it more. Um, yeah, because I like heard games... anybody say that. <laughs> Uh, I was, I mean, I was talking to some other people who said the same thing to me, but, uh, when it, like, I really like Vermintide and I really like Killing Floor and games mm. like that where there's a lot of enemies, uh, and you're trying to do crowd control stuff and it's, you know, your movement's important and where you go and not getting yourself cornered and stuff like that. I, mm. I enjoy that sort of thing. I think um, I, I, it's worthwhile to note, by the way, I do like the flood, um, and I, I do think that they get better by the time you're starting to approach like Halo 3 is when, well, I mean, that's the last time they're in it. But yeah, I think uh, that they're Peak actually... Flood is Halo Wars, I will have you know. Oh, yeah, well. Well, I, I guess, it's, I guess the, the reason why it's interesting, Rags, is because the two generally considered worst levels in Halo, which would be um, the Library and um, Cortana, they're all Flood-centric, and they're both considered the worst levels in this entire series, <laughs> Pretty much. Is it because of the flood or because of the levels themselves? Um, it's it's usually more the levels than the flood, which might be the reason why some people think the flood are actually bad, which I don't agree with. I think they're good, <laughs> but but yeah, it's more the levels than anything. Um, I guess that's the end of that tangent, though. <laughs> Mola, please yeah, moderate this debate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all it's all. This is really like I I don't think the Covenant are bad at all. I just enjoy fighting the flood more. Yeah, fair enough. It's more rewarding to me to fight the flood than the covenant. I don't. Th I think one of the reasons is the covenant don't. They're not as they. They seem really dumb in the way that they do stuff, like move around and attack and shoot and stuff. But I know they're really? supposed to be intelligent. So maybe a part of that for me is like. Uh... It's worthwhile to note that in law terms, the the elites are the ones who are meant to be the intelligent ones. Yeah, so they don't behave the elite... that way. Um. In Especially in the first game, they're really dumb. I mean, kind of, but you can almost chalk that up to just the fact that it's a game from 2001. Yeah, partially. I think they get smarter as time goes on. I think almost certainly so. Always oh, one about people in general. Oh well, uh... I don't know about I don't know about that. <laughs> like intelligence, 
sure how they apply it. You, YouTube film essayists? So we talking about that? They get smarter as they go along because I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and if we're, and we're we're gonna start comparing, who's this goofball's name? Cosmonaut Variety Hour to Canterbury Tales? Then I th I think we, there's a bit of a decline in quality. Um. So yeah, kicking on prequel video, you brainwashed. That was the opening point. Dice. They yeah. seriously right. act like Disney's the only reason Star Wars is trying to make money. What? F no. No. Mm, that's not the argument. No. It's yeah. the thing that they're trying to manipulate something to make money and they're epically failing at it. Yeah. Like they're not the make the money. I believe George well, Lucas I... had a story to tell. Also, he was happy to make money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Disney I, well, I think, Disney I mean, doesn't have a story to tell. They like literally do not have a story to tell. You know? Yeah, I they were making it up a... as they went. They did not have I anything to, the, they wanted to do. They were just like, I don't know, buddy, that's cool. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, good for you. What's funny about this, they... though, is he's literally showing the action figures from the first uh, movie when those action figures, you had to pre-order it. You got this box, and then you didn't get those toys until May. So this kid probably just finally got all of his toys in this picture. So mm. there was a huge demand for him. They had none. And so they had to mass produce it, but it was still late for Chris. It's like I, George I guess, Lucas um, saw the market and he provided for the market. I guess uh, the thing that I would look you, you tear it like what is the primary content and the secondary content and the tertiary content. So like the primary content is the films. And in the films, there is no denying that Disney is trying to capitalize big time. That's why they made five movies in three years. I, I just Whereas... think the writing's on the wall. They don't. They didn't have a plan for a story because they don't yeah. have a story to tell. They're just looking to make money. And no, you they, could argue they, they own the brand. You could argue they're looking to make people have happy feelings about Star Wars. It's like, oh, that's cute. Well, yeah, I think in they're just in banked on the cash. fact that oh, it's, it's Star Wars. Star Wars fans will buy anything. You know, mm. no matter what we make, they are going to buy not anything. the sequel to his Star yeah. Wars. Whatever. However much soul Star Wars had, Disney definitely erased it. <laughs> like, bye-bye. Fucking planet have you been living on? Star Wars has always been like this. Star Wars, Micro Machines! Yeah, that cool can't exist in a spectrum at all. Nope, nope, nope. Mm -hmm. Remember, Rags, you're the guy who said that uh, if any film sells merchandise, it's objectively bad. Remember that? Remember oh yeah, that's that? the thing I definitely said that Quentin pointed out, <laughs> that I definitely did say. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, oh, yeah, we're, that's, right. we're, well, that's a reference to EFAP Mumba fucking died. We're going nostalgic oh, at this point. OG <laughs> New Star Wars micro machines. Machines so iconic, they're legendary. They sell toys. What is your point? Yeah, we're fine. We're fine with them mm. selling toys. Jesus. Plus, there's a lot of there's a lot of other things that they're just right not factoring. <sighs> like, I mean, how does he reconcile Lucas Arts as a company that existed that made a bunch of innovative, really cool games over the course of their like you know, before they got shut down? It's like, oh, they're only about making money. That's why they greenlit risky projects like Republic Commando. Yeah, this is all about money. And when the I don't care if the products are good. Make all the money yeah, you exactly. want. The, like, if, I, if the I stuff I pay for is great. Made. Meanwhile, by I the way, Disney fired... Whatever he has to say about this toy, this ship was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Like, I, had, uh, well, I didn't have it, my best friend had it, and it was awesome. And I want to clarify as well, uh, the... No, wait, I've lost it. Fuck. <laughs> it was... Um... Damn. You said Damn Disney also, fired the something. The of toys ah, right. back then, like the prequel action figures are fucking awesome. The so, ones that they come out now suck. Comparative to, to uh, comparing to what Fringe just said about taking risks, uh, Disney actively fire directors that they think aren't going a safe direction. 
They're like, no, 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 you're not, no, stop it. <laughs> you have to do it I this mean, way. I mean, that's what happened with, um, wasn't it Phil Lord and Chris, uh... And it's loads Chris of times, Miller, um, yeah. it even happened with Rogue One, like, Gareth Edwards didn't, it's not really his film at the end of it, I, I, at least I, I'm pretty sure he's pretty oh, bitter yeah, about the whole thing. Oh, yeah, and stuff, yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, the fact that Ron Howard had to come in for Solo and, like, reshoot 70% of it because... And how, yeah, Colin Trevorrow, or Trevorrow, uh, he was supposed to be doing Episode Nine. that didn't happen. And then um, whoever yeah. whoever they had in place, I can't remember if they like got rid of two people and that JJ came in at the end of it, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't it Chris Terrio or something was the screenwriter? Oh no, wait, no, he was still involved. In, yeah, it's uh, it's I a disaster up, because yeah. it's all very just they just want to make the money, okay? They just want to make the damn. While George Lucas was like, I want to do this, and uh, I, I I'm guessing he didn't care if it like was the smartest decision to make money with. I think uh, I think that it's pretty clear, right, that the steward of Star Wars initially was a filmmaker first and a producer second. Yeah. And I think that that showed, and now it's it's totally... It's very clinical. And I've got to be honest, if you, if you listen to him talk yeah. about the Force, Jedi, Sith, and the story of Anakin becoming Vader and stuff, you can tell he's very invested. He's like, yeah, this, this is yeah, how it works. This, this man is had a vision in his head. He was did, trying to give to everybody else around him. If you ask Kathleen Kennedy, like, what, uh, what, what is the force? She'd be like, it's this wonderful, it's this thing that it's, it's such a, it's the so wonderful. The force is female. That's what the force is, and uh, we're gonna protect George Lucas's legacy and then do everything the opposite. So yeah, I, I, what I'm trying to say is there is a line between Disney Star Wars and Lucas Star Wars, and I think that you can talk a lot about the way that they use it to make money. And the fact that both of them sold a toy does not then mean they're the exact same thing when it comes to essentially putting yeah. the, the Star Wars out on the street, pimping it out, being like, please buy. It's like, no, there's a difference. Well, the thing is, all the things that he's showing for the prequels and the originals, those were things that kids want that are still collector's items to this day. I did a video on the action figures. There is one that was an action figure for the EU that never appeared in a movie, was only a minor character in a comic book. That action figure, the lowest you can find it on eBay, was $183. Rose Tico is on sale for five cents. Nobody Yeah, I was, I was about that. to say that, right? <laughs> I, uh, I thought that would be like a logical, like, on that, on that point, the fact that in, in 10 years from now, there's no way that any of these, like, sequel... The, the impact... And that's, I don't even well. think the prequels are very good, but the impact no, no. of the prequels is absolutely stronger than the impact very of the positive, when it comes yeah. to culture. People like the prequels, even if they acknowledge that they're not good or that they have problems. Like, wanna... People enjoy that. People don't derive much joy from the sequels. I got a killer argument. You know what it is? Two words. Baby Yoda. Now you might be like, wait, oh, yeah, wait. Right. you might be like, how does that work? You'd be like, well, yeah, Disney, Baby Yellow, Baby Yoda was Disney merchified laboratory in the depths of Disney's no, headquarters. So where I'm going with this is Disney merchified everything to do with the sequels, right? They were just like roll out toys, Holdo toys, Rose Tico toys, Phasma toys. Phasma was like the best selling toy, I believe, at first with TFA and stuff, which is fascinating because. Yeah, this looks um, cool. But they uh, they were they they were slow on the draw with Baby Yoda. They didn't realize that people would actually want the Baby yeah, Yoda as a toy. Like, so they met the demand. What, yeah, existed. what I'm highlighting there is that they were like artificially inventing demand that wasn't actually there. They were like, "You guys want the toys for Star Wars, right? That's how it always works." Holdo, Rose, Tito, like, no, 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 no one wants it. And then they're like, "Oh, you." 
you want Baby Yoda? Oh, shit. And so they did it, like, backwards compared to Lucas, who would have just been like, oh, shit, this is, um, didn't he, like, he, he secured the merchandise rights early, and they would have found out what exactly everybody really wants, and then it would have just been created, and that's why everyone got them late as well, or they paid for it and they got it way later, because it's like, they're creating these things as they were demanded. Yeah, exactly. While Star Wars sequel trilogy was like, ah, oh, I don't know, just throw them all out, and then it's like five cents for Rostigo, you're like, oh, well... I guess it's just not. Uh, and Baby Yoda is possible to find. I am still waiting. I will get mine eventually. I don't doubt that people want. I mean, honestly, as much as I don't like Mando, like Mandalorian, I could certainly get a Baby Yoda. Like, oh, I cannot stand the show, but you know, sure as hell, I pre ordered that $300 Baby Yoda from Sideshow. Oh, boy. I'm going to get my Baby Yoda. I'm so <laughs> Baby Yoda. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, he's a. He's oh, a I'm so excited! He's I get my Yoda. How do they not know what his species is? <laughs> he's a. I, I, I like the fact that there is. I really like that there is no it's species in here. It's just Yoda. You know? Yoda says unknown. There were two of them on the Jedi Council. You think they give them the name? They don't want to know. It's a Yoda secret. Yoda noid. Yoda noid. It's like you don't talk about Fight Club. You just know of his. Mm -hmm. That's right. You don't yeah. say the species, you just know that it's there. And whenever you ask about it, Yoda's like, My people, what do you I mean? Like, <laughs> I like the idea of Yoda Fight Club where, you know, he's like beating up a, a version of himself in his head, you know, like making a fight club for all these Yoda species beating each other up. Up, it was just time for more merchandise. It was a good time to be an impressionable little kid who loves Star Wars. And do you love this? He's saying the merchandise yeah. convinced you prequels were good. That's Ugh. the merch for the prequels was good. Well, but it's oh, backwards anyway. People wanted the like, merch because yeah. they liked the fucking films. You've got it backwards. Yeah, people well, wanted to Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin and all the different droids and the ships and the. How many people wanted and... to get a Darth Vader lightsaber, a Darth Maul lightsaber, like just a plastic uh, one that yes. came out both ends? Like how loads of people fucking wanted that shit. Well, also too, I had a lot of friends that had never seen Star Wars, but they loved coming over and playing with all of my action figures because they were fucking cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, this like that the sucks. ship that's holding right now, the Naboo one. That ship was awesome, and there's a little button on it behind R2 that when you shoot it, because it has two different settings on if you could just do the, the short little, like, beep, 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 and then there's one that lights up blue, and it's like, bam, and it's just one, but it's cool. Also, it's a cool ship. Uh, couldn't you just make this argument for all Star Wars movies, then? No. None of you liked any of them. You were all brainwashed by the Mitch. Lol. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No, if only I would have recognized it sooner. My friends that would come over to play with my action figures, none of them will watch Star Wars with me. They just like to oh, play with me. So that doesn't work. That argument, oh, not valid. And back then, I didn't have the mental capacity to judge these movies. Nobody uh -huh. in my age group did. I don't even agree that that's true. When I was a kid, I feel like I was. I, I certainly liked more bad things. But when Shuffle will straight up tell you this is terrible, like not caring about your feelings. They will just tell you this just think, makes um, me feel like he's never been around children. I think it's just like when I remember I was a kid, I certainly liked more things that were bad, but when things were bad, I still kind of had like a little clock in my head, you know, that kind of. That was Yoda back oh, that's, in the 70s. That's, 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 yeah. I... <laughs> back in his college years, Yoda was real. Going man, to this, was... Yeah, going to the disco, getting on that, uh, that um, <laughs> yeah, man. wacky weed. Yoda was wild and free, and he was living it up, having a great time. Oh. Getting that reef of madness. 
got it all out of his system before he you... mellowed out and became part of the Jedi Council. Pushing it with that hairline, but I mean, you know, it's his style. He's going for it. Man, keep it. Just let it do what it do. Let it be. <laughs> like, this action figure does exist. Like, even with the new ones, you don't get an action figure for every single character you saw on screen. With the prequels, you got a character, and on the back of each box, they're like, here are all the other 12 action figures from this line. Doesn't matter if the character doesn't have a speaking spot, like on Star Wars, there's still an action figure for it. And so that was exciting as a kid because you get to learn the character's name. There's a little fact on it, and it made you want to collect more. Now they're like, you get Rey or Kylo Ren or Pissy. Lee. Yeah, these, these throwing Rogue. characters who were really interesting, you know? Yeah, you want to collect all the members of the Jedi Council because yeah. if you didn't, you were going to die alone as a virgin. What a reference! <laughs> <laughs> you want to reference the OT one as well? It's just like IG88. People were just like, "Oh my god, a fucking robot bounty hunter! That's so Jinjar fucking cool! Boss. So yeah. fucking cool!" Yeah. It was this fucking dinosaur, think... man. It's... Well, with it's the sequels, so it's like coolness. even the main characters aren't cool. So <laughs> nobody's cool. Yeah, fuck these people. Did. We saw the lightsabers and we were on board. We didn't give a shit. I think everybody has that moment where they're watching the prequels so after having grown up a part. bit and they realize- How could you- I would make that argument for TFA- well, for all the sequels, I'd be like, you saw the lightsabers and you were on board. That's would, TFA, yeah. yeah, that's TFA more than anything. That's mm -hmm. TFA. You saw the things that you saw when you were a kid. All that happened is you were an adult and you have less of an excuse. Yeah. That's all that happened. By his own logic, he's like, yeah. I, I fucked up. <laughs> I didn't see it for what it was. Like, Don't worry, cause it. Can, you know. can I just highlight how fucking condescending this whole thing is? It, it would be like if I was just, yeah. like, Cosmonaut, once, you, once you're once you in your 30s, 40s, whatever, 10 years plus, you know uh, you'll realize yeah. the sequels are not good. You'll get there, buddy. <laughs> I know, right? It's so he's condescending. He's too young to understand it right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's too young. He's, he's, he's too pure. Like Realize, Jesus Christ, what did I like about these movies? How could you show Christopher Lee and then say, what could I like about these movies? <laughs> hey, what did I like about these movies? <laughs> like, the person in your visuals is an actor. Perhaps you've heard of him. His he's name is fucking yeah. awesome. He's, fucking not, he's not an like, F. He's not a C. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he is an A. It's like S -rank. dude with Saramond, and he's there like, oh, you know. I, what do I and, like and, about this? And don't even, if you want to be like, uh, he's flying a floaty bike thing, I'd be like, oh, yeah, hovercrafts, that's... Yeah, yeah that's lame. <laughs> like, what also, like, imagine shortly, flying. Space motorcycle. Oh my god, how terrible. Yeah. Actually, and also, shortly before this, we got to see him fight Yoda. I'm just saying, well, it's like, after this, but yes. Yeah. Mm. That moment where you realize that you don't actually understand the plot of any of these movies. Oh. That they're boring. Uh, the plot the is pretty easy to understand. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> there's insane issues follow. with the execution, but the plot it's itself was like, yeah, I know what they're doing here. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it's really <laughs> awkward because it's like, you realized you didn't understand. I'm sitting there like, wait, what? <laughs> but I, I did understand. Why are you addressing me like you know me so well? This is weird. E.T. Don't tell me what bad, I think. And there's just no good aspect to enjoy. Oh. Once my generation got there's no bad. good aspect. And we really come on, shows man. the Senate chamber. <laughs> no yeah. good aspect to enjoy. Be, come on, man. Like I, I like that. That's that there's nothing we've said on EFAB is more absurd than there is nothing good to enjoy in the prequels. It's like wow. But yeah. yet we get all the flack. We'll be the evil demons. He'll get away with it because he's a subjective person who's like, no, it's all your opinion is fine. Yeah, just to be clear, episode one and two are really dog shit movies, 
but yeah. I still enjoy watching them, and I absolutely can see how they opened up the world and how they were. And there's plenty of things I like in the them. Heart. There's lots of things I like. Oh, there's, yeah. there's scenes in them that I would be like, "Ooh, this could be in a film I would consider great." Yeah, I legitimately like the Pod Race. Yeah, I same. like. Um, yeah, I. That's what I mean. Is like for all of the bad things with the prequels, I do like the films. I like them, even if they're dumb. Like, I like them, and I can't get that from the sequels, because they're both bad and unenjoyable for me. I feel like this world was alive, and you could... Like, it like does. What it feels like there's a world about beyond the action world. figures. Like, why do you think there's, you cared yeah. about the action figures' backstories? Because you felt like the world was alive, and these were characters in a real place, and you wanted to learn about what they did, and all the well, cool think, shit they might have been up to behind the scenes. Did, did you guys like, ever collect action figures, or did you play with any of the toys when you no, guys I were I played kids? with dolls. No, they weren't action figures. No, Common misconception. <laughs> Well, they had yeah. dolls. I have a Barbie of Qui-Gon. He's yoked as hell. But, um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm serious. I have a Barbie of Qui-Gon and Pat. I'm looking at all They made dolls of them, but action figures are different. But did, did you guys ever collect them or play with any of them when you were little? No, I didn't. No? Uh, it's just video no. games? I was into Legos and ships. Like, if it was a tank or a starship, man, I was there. I was never really into the action figures themselves. Okay. Well, but did you play with any like the Star Wars ships? Yeah. 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 So I mean, oh, I it, didn't. That's I didn't, like yeah. a part of our childhood. I don't see how that's uh, it, him giving shit for that. And that, I, if anything, yeah, that that makes you think because you're, when you're playing with a ship, I'm sure, yeah, you're reenacting scenes from the movie, but then you're also expanding upon it and going, yeah, and then this ship does this, and then this does this, and that's, that's, I, that's exactly what I do is I take the ship and I'd and I'd hold it in front of like my eyes so i was barely sort of looking past the ship as i was walking around the the house and stuff and it if you if you put your eyes kind of close at almost like a third person video game where you're flying a ship yeah and you sort of get your, <laughs> you get your hand and your arm out of the way and you just yeah yeah oh my god so oh, short i like i think that's oh. it i like the freaking yeah. i have big chairs because we're tallmans yeah. Oh, that is a nice touch, actually. I didn't know that that's what it was. I know, but I'm he... like about the same height as Rags in all reality. <laughs> Rags is a doggo and you're about as tall as him. <laughs> I know. Um, no, we were talking the other night. He... Uh, I real I don't know if you guys saw Tiger King, but I was saying that I want to go to one of the places because I want to ride a Liger, and they were telling me I'm crazy. I'm like, no, and we're pulling it up, and the people that are next to the Liger are like five, six, and I'm like, I am like, um uh, like hobbit size so i'm like i could totally ride a liger and then i we figured out how tall the liger was and i'm like this liger is taller than i am we i could determined totally ride that ligers are rideable <laughs> they are there's a rags i'm telling you they have videos in, of them you. riding it they're big yeah they're big I, I, I don't think i've only ridden on horses and mules i think <laughs> Theo said fuck you i hate the pod race <laughs> <laughs> all right i mean if you hate it you hate it i liked it i mean uh, i'm not gonna say there's no we problems that you can find it. with it i just enjoyed it i was just like yay yeah pod i racing. definitely enjoyed it i think there's some now issues. this is pod racing fuck that no, <laughs> that passed yeah. really bad when he accidentally wins the whole thing <laughs> how anakin how dare you besmirch the good name of pod racing with your insane that's, spinning <laughs> how dare you you little uh, shit that's the thing though right is we you know the the fact that there's like pod racing. Is there anything in the sequels that's like, oh, this is a thing, a recreational activity? Well, Castle Run. Whoa. 
Well, what we found out about the Kessel Run is that Hans, <laughs> the Cthulhu monster. I, I don't <laughs> Cthulhu monster. <laughs> I bet you didn't see that coming. I, I just love the idea that I meant to watch a New Hope and think that this guy dropped freaking like shub nigger off into like a, a <laughs> <laughs> He dropped it into a, a black hole. <laughs> Guys, remember, he doesn't just drop it in, it gets all of its skin torn off and it crumbles apart and falls. It's like, what the fuck? You're like, this is fucking metal. Yeah. It's just, ah. Uh... But but that's that's exactly it, right? The whole thing of like this universe feels like a place that actually exists when you have stuff like, hey, what do you do for fun on Tatooine? Oh, you know, we go pod racing. It's like, what do you do for fun in in like any of the planets that you visit? Gamble. Well, bite. You gamble. Just, wow, that's interesting. All the time. You gamble on the horse race, the the Farthia race, as they called. Is that what they're called? The Farthier. Farthias, yes. Farthier. Which looked expensive as hell in the behind the scenes, and it's also worth it to have the scene where we're like, hey, animal abuse, not cool. They're not closer, they're farther. Yes. Also, why has Fring got pickles? Yeah, I don't like pickles. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're there. Oh, pickles is the name of the character from that show you like, right? Uh, what show? Which one? Bojack Horseman? Isn't the dog's oh, name pickles? Um, no, his name is Mr. Peanut Butter. Oh, fuck. Okay, never mind then. That's close enough, <laughs> Mr. Pickles. Mind, ignore me. I don't know why I thought it was Pickles. Oh, well, there is a show called Mr... Wait, wait, hold on. What? What's that show, Mr. Pickles? Is that, like, the one with the dog in it? <laughs> hold on. I'm pretty sure there is a dog called... Yeah, hold on. Let me let me look it up. Yeah, Mr. Please Pickles is a show with a dog in it. Yeah, so I was confusing... Yeah, I was confusing I don't Mr. Like Mr. Peanut Butter with Mr. Pickles. Yeah, and that's a bad confusion because Mr. Peanut Butter that's is a whole bad confusion. Mr. Pickles is... Well, All right. well, okay. Mr. Pe Mr. Peanut Butter okay. is like a wholesome dog, and Mr. Pickles is like a satanic cult worshipping like <laughs> dog. Yeah, that does sound it's interesting. It's a terrible show. Don't watch it. Uh, Bojack, you I haven't watch, even seen Mr. Pickles. Pickles. Yeah, don't watch Mr. Pickles. Mm. I should watch Mr. Peanut Butter. Uh, wow, you Mr. Peanut Butter's house. That's the show in Bojack. I I'm making Mola watch. Bojack, don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, we're almost. I I'd be interested to watch it with you. Oh well, then yes, we also need to get you in on it too because I love that. Show. Fucking hell! Do you know how hard it is to organize four people to watch a TV show? We do it regularly. It's <laughs> me. Yeah, it is not easy. It is not difficult to organize me for any group. Not activity. you, but you plus another person plus another person plus another person, and we're dealing with many. Time but I'm zones. basically always down for it. I don't add anything. I'm the easiest leg on this this creature running through the cinematic world. Okay, so you're saying it's hard, it, it, however hard it currently is, it won't be that much harder to include you. No, I'll, I'll be easy breezy lemon squeezy, all right, man. Yeah, alright, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm pretty much the I'll be, one to I'll be like, on. I won't be like a crunchy pickle, I'll be like soggy cereal. Alright. Alright, let's continue. <laughs> Movies were bad. There was peace on the internet for a brief time. It was- uh, So- he likes what? the once upon a time everyone said the prequels were bad, this was good. <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah. Is that what we're gonna use as the standard of time? That I don't know what to say about that. I'm just like there was the never other... a time where everyone said the prequels were bad. That was not a thing. There's no. loads of people who've loved them for all time. I don't know what you're talking about. We have about. them today. They exist. You can talk to them. And they've They're always like alien abduction victims? <sighs> It's like, no, nah, everyone agreed at one point. It's like, no, what are you talking about? This is the same I, I shit do... where you said about TFA. Everyone loved it at one point. It's like, no, they didn't. 
It's not happening. I like how um, I, don't you love, however, though, that when people started to hate the prequels, it wasn't because they snapped and just decided that they were bad, right? When it was TFA, they just snapped and decided, oh, everybody likes it, it's bad. But with the prequels, yep. it was like, oh no, they're actually bad. They're actually bad. They and, were, and yes, they were right. convinced with reasons yeah. and arguments and examples and explanations. It's, this is the reason why you don't make arguments about the quality of products with all of this extra external bullshit that you're doing because you're going to contradict yourself. You That's have thing. to. Talk about the movies. Talk yeah. about the scenes in the film, please. Yep. Just focus on the film. Uh, it was widely accepted that but the Star Wars prequels were not good movies. But how often do we see this on videos? All the time. And the oh, there you go. He said widely accepted. Oh, uh, okay. As bad uh, or as good? I'd like to see his bad. polling data. That's all. That's all. Yeah. yeah there wasn't I think anybody alive. made that up. Because well, the problem is, if, you, if you're on the internet, it's really easy to think that everybody agrees with you, but there are probably well, what a lot we of found people who've never seen it. Was there a split yeah. pretty 50-50? At least that's what I, the impression I've gotten from uh, the EFAP community, which you could argue the EFAP community is, is consistent of disliking the sequels. And so that doesn't really right. tell you anything about whether or not they like the prequels. <clears throat> and then you I mean, find... I think if they were going to really be consistent, then they wouldn't like them, but... Well, I was just well, going to say I, that I, you find... Well, liking them, right? Yeah, but, yeah. You know, like... Oh, yeah, I like, like, the like them, they're but good. they're yeah. bad. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we don't. Five who unironically <laughs> liked them. There was no more world hunger. Racism was over, and we as a species had finally oh, achieved fuck you. world is peace. Cool shit. <laughs> and then Disney started making Star Wars movies. This? Well, they started making bad ones. Let's be clear. And um, also. <laughs> You know, it's worthwhile to remember that before TFA came out, everybody was like, well, I say everybody, but a lot of people were like, yeah, prequels suck. Finally, we're going to get good Star Wars movies. That was oh, yeah. what and, and, like when they were coming And out. when TFA came out, people did say that. They were like, it's finally, the, it's, yeah. it's redeemed the prequels. We've gotten over the prequels. Exactly. Yeah, like, when TFA came out, people loved it. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, he even said this in his last video. And, and, and that's what I mean. It's like, these movies were so bad that people were like, huh, Maybe the prequels weren't like the worst <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, you rewatch re the prequels and you're like, this is not as bad as the sequels. Be oh my god. Yeah. The sequels are just that bad. Yep. They are, yes. They are worse. <laughs> I like to highlight it whenever we find them, but Quirty Uopa said, stop pausing every five seconds. Five seconds? <laughs> Man, we're screwing it up. Oh. It's supposed to be every one second, every frame. We need every frame. <laughs> like 24 times a second. <laughs> and now all of a sudden people are saying the prequels are good? Oh. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I, just love this. I like how he's so upset. He's so if upset, anything, yeah. yeah. If anything, this just illustrates not how good the prequels were, but how bad the but sequels were. <laughs> it made everyone reevaluate their whole lives. For quality in Star Wars. Yeah, and I think that's well, a fair thing to do. Well, low bar you're like oh this is like the you know this is what it means to be a two out of ten well, these sequels come out and all of a sudden everyone thinks these shitty movies are good well if you remember um when tlj was getting praised by different youtubers people were like wait hang on a minute they're praising this like what is their system how do they judge things and this, hence the beginning of this stream which was trying to figure out how the hell he even judges good v bad but uh a lot of youtubers people were just like it's just you just you just enjoyed it. You're not actually looking at any of the storytelling. You're just like, ah, fuck it. Like John Campia is that he shit on the prequels constantly, and then when the sequels came out, he's like, oh, these are so good. Well, you don't it's, like it's the misogynistic man, baby. Well, the, the, that's, that's the John problem. Is like, now. As you said, right? Like you look at a, you look at a, a YouTuber, 
and then they review it and and there's just this disconnect it's like wait you you're saying you like it but like i don't i don't understand it has the same problems as the thing you don't like so how do i even know you know if, if the point of watching a reviewer is oh well i'll be able to gauge whether or not i'll like it if people just like and dislike things for reasons that don't make sense then they, they don't offer much of a service to you anymore yeah, I don't think so. If, if if they're like, oh, TLJ's great, despite it having all of these things that I said were bad in this other thing, you're like, oh, so it's not based on anything anymore. It's just random. Yeah. It's just whatever you feel like. Whatever you feel at that very moment. Just whatever you feel, yeah. Who knows if it will it be good tomorrow? Will it be good later today? Will it be good at second <laughs> breakfast? I mean, unironically, it created a gap in the market that EFAB totally tried to fill it was like oh you want people to try and be consistent at least at the very fucking least try it's like yeah we'll, we'll give it a shot it's like yeah. these people just don't fucking care they're just like oh whatever <laughs> like, if, it, if it made me feel good tisms then it was good you're like okay I've seen so many people unironically defend these movies and then turn around and shit on other there bad things movies like them. I'm sorry Okay, I need I to... Literally, we did that last EFAP. There are is... things to defend in these movies. Yeah, this is nuclear, right? See, he just said that um, people... Batman people criticize... Yeah. Uh, no, people defend oh. the prequels despite them having flaws in them that are present in things that are bad, such as BVS. And I'm just sitting there like, you defended the sequel trilogy. How can you say this? Yeah. Like, if we're going to go that broad, you're... This doesn't work. That's why we have asked, we've said before, is like, if you liked The Last Jedi, if you liked the sequels, like, how can I trust you on anything that you like? <laughs> I have no idea what your standard for quality is. If you like those things, then I have no idea what you can't like. Well, yeah, it'd be he like if somebody standard. said, Remember, you know, he gave his standard and then he was completely hypocritical of all of his standards. Yeah, he gave the standard and flipped off. <laughs> That's right, like 10 minutes later, well, different <laughs> Well, yeah, I was going to say, we, we highlighted like fucking 10 times and he's just like flippy floppy all over the place. It's just like, all right, we just have to go with like, the flow. Like, if you are a, if you watch Cosmonaut Variety Hour a lot of the time, there's no way that you can possibly predict as to... Yeah, like, if new film likes, comes out, gonna like a movie or not. you're not going to know what he's going to say about it. And uh, you with might us, be like, well, that's cool. Know, I could look at... It's unpredictable. Look at the of their limbs. Um... Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and I want to clarify, by the way, what he just said is almost word for word what I said in my um, TLJ critique. That uh, if you're going to say TLJ is great, good luck calling other things bad, which is pretty much what he's just said. People are defending the prequels despite them having the same flaws as like agreed upon bad movies, so they're hypocrites. <gasps> the, the, the amusing thing to me is this: like I'm working from something that we saw like throughout loads of critics. One of the chief ones being probably just right. Like he was someone who everyone was like, "You're so great at pointing out like all of the flaws in." The Hobbit trilogy or um, Game of Thrones, all these different ones, and it's like, but TLG's a TLG's great to you? What? But but it breaks all these different things. And then what is his response to that being addressed to him directly? It didn't bother me. Yeah, which is like, oh, okay, cool, because that's not how it works generally. Like, if somebody says, "Oh my god, it's a nine point eight earthquake," oh, well, you know, it didn't bother me, so I think it's a four point two. Okay, well, oh, cool, all right. No, if only all those people closer to the epicenter felt differently. Yeah. <laughs> Side Squad or Batman v Superman, even though they all share the same exact issues. Overly expensive movies with bad effects and worse writing. Oh, that... No, no, well, no, no, no. Batman broad. and Superman have issues, but they're also very different issues than the Suicide Yeah, that's why it doesn't Sorry. work sense to say completely oh, different again, stories to... with different characters. Do you want to do well, that? Well, he's, he's instantly jumped to the aesthetic aspects. 
Yeah, which is well, he followed up. He mentioned bad writing straight away. What he's trying to do is conflate them to be essentially the same thing. What do people normally say about the prequels? Bad effects, bad writing. And he's like, look, they're the same. Suicide Squad has bad effects and bad writing. Did Suicide Squad have bad effects? The the effects were kind of garish, but they were probably like fine. I don't remember them being of... considered bad, honestly. Neither for Batman vs Superman. I don't remember that being no, the problem. No, Batman vs Superman. Definitely, people think that has good visual effects. So I'm not what? even sure what to say about that. I, I'd have to rewatch it. I don't remember. Nope. Doom looked like shit. Oh yeah, but that's not Doomsday. Doom Annihilation. Doomsday. Oh, Doomsday. No, it's, Doomsday. It's yeah, Doomsday. Not, a lot of people said he looked like an orc, if I remember. It, well, yeah, he don't look like Doomsday. That's the problem. He looks like yeah, he looks like the Urukai on steroids. Yeah, he look. I'm pulling it up now. It's like yeah, he looked weird. I guess they want to just go with, he's the monster man, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. He uh, does kind of look like, um, a less pale version of the pale orc from The Hobbit. He looks like a horribly radiated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, I suppose all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are already well, they are I was gonna say, yeah, bonus right. radiation, damn. Yeah, this is bonus radiate. This is yeah. They they clearly went too far. Um, so yeah, I don't know. He's he's just trying to make it sound like they're the same thing. So if you hate that, you should hate the prequels, which is bizarre to me because I thought his whole point was whether or not it makes you feel. Yeah, exactly. Mm. If if films didn't make you feel empty, then they're good by definition. According. How can to, you ever you know, argue anything when you're dealing with an audience that can just pull that card on you whenever they want? Like, but I felt stuff, Marcus. So. Well, he'd probably be like, nah, come on. To which I'd be like, no, really. <laughs> and then if he said, come on again, I'd be like, no, really. And then it's <laughs> well, this is the thing. I don't even have to lie. It's like, yeah, I did feel stuff watching the prequels. Yeah, I did so. feel stuff when I watched the prequels, yeah. A lot of and way too them. many yeah. people are saying that the prequels are redeemed because they're better than the new they movies. They are better than the new movies. There is a sense of redemption there, because a lot of them, they were shot yeah. on forever, and I kind of see where a lot of quote-unquote prequel defenders are coming from with how you can deal with someone who's like, they're bad for this reason. You're like, that's not accurate. Just so you know, mm -hmm. what you just said, not accurate. And then they're like, but they're bad. And it's like, I don't care if they're bad or not. What you just said is not accurate. Mm -hmm. Now, first of all, the new movies aren't even that bad. I don't love um, every aspect of them, are. but I cannot call them. I mean, you're showing Rogue One, uh, which is probably the best of the bunch. Right. But, yeah. They're showing you're you're they're showing the best part of the oh, most the, passable. The it's like, it's like a dude yeah, who's yeah, exactly. fully irradiated in Chernobyl, but you show his toenail. <laughs> like, it's, it's 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 okay. Yeah. Like it's you know. Bad yeah, right? movies. I, I honestly have full respect it. for people who hate the prequels and the sequels equally. I think that's what equally equally. But they're not the same. He has more oh, respect for people who hate them equally. Okay. <sighs> what. <sighs> <laughs> totally fair. What kills me is when people say no, these movies are good and these aren't. Oh. The, but <laughs> I mean, I think it's more reasonable than saying they're both good. Well, I can certainly yeah. sympathize with someone who thinks that the prequels are good more than yeah, because the, I think, the sequels uh, are good. I think when you say the prequels are good, you can think about a lot of like, well, the ideas were really good, and if it had been executed better then it probably could have been good. Whereas with, like, the sequels, I think the ideas were just not good ideas to start with. Yeah, the, it's, so it's, it's one it's of the really rare instances tough. where we're like, uh, the idea is from the get-go, you guys are struggling. It's yeah. like, 
Luke Skywalker has abandoned everyone he loves. We're like, maybe no, maybe that's not. You can't, like, it's, what is his name? Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but the, the one who suggested a JJ and he, like, went with it, which is, like, keep Luke out of the film until the last, like, second, because otherwise people will be distracted by him. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> and so, I, would, I would have loved to have been distracted from the rest of this movie by well, Mark Hamill. But that gives you yeah. everything, right? You're like, oh, so they decided then we need to have a narrative where he just doesn't show up. Oh, let's put him on an island, I guess. <laughs> it's like, wait, but why? Yeah. You can't Yay! Michael Odd, yeah, that's the name of the guy. Oh, and it makes you think then that that's why Jay, uh, Ryan did what he did. Like, Ryan took the hot potato that was a mangled, disgusting thing, and then he just stepped on it <laughs> instead of passing it along. We're just like, oh, well. Oh, at least the prequels had some original ideas. Who the fuck says shit like this? A, um, a lot of people say well, that. Yeah, a lot. A lot of people. A lot of people. A, a lot of people can appreciate an attempt at originality instead of making shitty copies of other things. And then it's weird that you and the job that you do are apparently this is a foreign concept to you. That seems strange to me. Original yeah. ideas aren't enough to make a movie good, yeah, and something can yeah. still be. That's not like but you say this as said. if that's what they're saying. The fact that it's original yeah. makes it good. Yeah, when they you said that they say at least it's original. At least yeah, it's original. At least doesn't there's mean more. That it's there's enough, yeah. yeah, there's more it's an argument. It also means that, that if you said I don't think that Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are especially these two are bad. Or sorry, that they're good. I think they're shit. However, I would say at least they're trying these original ideas. I would say that. But I still yeah, think the movie's bad. So you can say this thinking both the movie's good or the movie's bad. That's kind of like the meta context of you tried something new and it didn't work versus you tried to do something that was already done for you and you screwed it up. It's yeah, like, you specifically uh, went out and copied something else in a really shitty you way. You copied someone's homework and you got it all wrong. How'd yeah. you do that? <laughs> you read letters upside down and shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good without having original ideas stranger things doesn't have a single original idea at all no one all. disagrees with that the oh. sequels were not that thing i don't even Wait. you just said stranger things doesn't have a single original idea i don't, I don't know that i agree with that i think the upside down the the little well, girl that has weird powers if he's going is... what he might do oh. is be like yeah but that's just a different version of this thing that already exists and then i'd just be like so but how many things yeah i was gonna say yeah. everything isn't original then we can always draw something to something else that's similar. Just like, I'm assuming that's where he's going, I don't know yet. And it's generally seen to be pretty good. Everybody likes it. The prequels I have don't. a okay. lot of unique ideas. Yeah, I don't and like they're not movies. presented in a good way at all in these movies. At all? At all? At all? At all? Yeah, not at Even all. Even the pod race, like he's showing the pod race, but how, I agree it could have been done better, but it wasn't sure. bad. Like, I, I think I did a decent enough job at showing a pod race. I mean, apparently this is the most, this is the noteworthy example, because it's the one he's showing. But I think it's I... one of the worst examples. Well, I mean, I, I'm guessing that's the intro, so you guys ready for some arguments? I am. I'm totally ready. Yeah. Oh, God. oh, I'm Bloody so hell. ready for arguments. If you thought this was going to be a video about me praising the prequels, then I'm sorry. Why would we think that when the thumbnail why says they? why they suck? <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, Does he just assume <laughs> that everyone is stupid and he has like yes. the moral high ground? I mean, he said as much as me that we're all brainwashed. Well, thank fucking Jesus that he's here to educate all of us. 
incompetent thinking humans. I honestly think that a lot of people don't understand how the English language works, but say things that are way harsher than they realize, and they don't even recognize it. If you go well, up to a bunch say it's of people a joke, say, right? you're all brainwashed as kids, you just haven't seen through the facade. It's like, oh, what does that imply? It means that you're <laughs> gullible and stupid. And, and it's like, oh, good job. And his like, citation is, you played with toys. It's like, oh. Yeah. You got me, dead to rights. imagine saying this, like, to the wrong, like, crowd? Yeah. It's just really, yep. like, it's, it's mean. So, like, it's it's actually people. mean. Like, and he doesn't realize it. Probably don't know me very well. Maybe we can be friends in another life. Today, I'm going to try and bring these movies back down a peg. <laughs> The bitterness. The bitterness. Yeah. The fact that you can take on the prequels and everyone in on the planet that likes them or doesn't think that they're worse than the sequels. I'm picturing the prequels. His prequels did to him as a child. He sees the prequels as this monster. While I feel like the prequels right now, just this guy is hanging out and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." The prequel guy's like, "What? I didn't do anything." Calm down, calm down, sequels. And then we're all standing there. We're not a huge fan of that guy. He's fine. You know, he's 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 cool in some ways, not cool in other ways. And then he starts like Cosmo goes to fucking hit him. We're like, dude, chill out. Leave him alone. He's just hanging <laughs> yeah. out. It's like, yeah, but you guys say that he's good. <laughs> it's like, oh, because I hate them, and when people disagree with me, I feel uncomfortable. Um, I, I you say that as a joke, but I mean, um, I, I was gonna say I, I already got that. that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to like real life. You're not gonna meet someone that agrees with you on 100 percent of that you you know your opinions on things. I'm sure he was it's joking. Comfortable. Oh yeah. Sure Definitely. he was. fine. Now before I start tearing into the movie, I should be fair and talk about the good things. All right. This isn't the worst movie ever made, so it has to have some positive yeah, qualities. I, uh, I hate Thanks. when people say this. It's not perfect. It's not the worst movie ever made. Oh, really? Oh, well, he was well, using it as a logical like, statement. You know. He said, if it's not the worst movie, therefore <clears throat> it must have something that's good in it. I was just like, huh. Couldn't you have more than one of the worst movie ever made? Well, like, I don't, that's, all right. Yeah, fine, go for it. What are the positives? I don't it's know. Like the worst movie ever made, it doesn't have something, you know, of good quality in it. Even, yeah, like, even the worst movie ever made probably has, like, one okay thing that it did. It's right. So, uh, <laughs> get it. The music is pretty good. The All thing right. is, almost every aspect of this movie that's sort of okay has a little asterisk right above it. He doesn't right think the sets it. are good. I'll... He doesn't think the costumes are good. Well, he said anything that's good has an asterisk next to it. So I suppose we'll have to see what he means. Let's see. I want to say the what effects are good because a lot of them are technically very impressive. For a movie that came out in 1999, Jar Jar looks yeah, pretty weird. good, but the effects aren't always integrated uh, into the movie. Very and they consistent. Can be... Yeah, well, I think that's what he's saying, actually, so... Yeah, yeah it's inconsistent. Way. I mean, the pod racing scene is pretty cool because it's the only time in the movie where you feel like you're not dead. That's probably the only enjoy... <laughs> okay. The what? only enjoyable scene. Like, you really gonna say that? You, like, Darth there's Maul an elephant in this room. Cool. I was gonna say, the Darth Maul fight is yeah. always what people reference. Like, just... You felt yeah. dead watching that? Okay. I know, right, some people will say that this is their favorite of the prequels specifically because of the Darth Maul scene. Yeah, it's a really cool fight. It's a really cool fight. Enjoyable scene other than the final battle. Oh, okay. And I'd say the final battle right. is the one scene that is so cool it tricked people into liking this movie. Oh, I tricked them. <laughs> oh, you know no. what? It didn't yeah. trick me. I really did like it and I thought it was good. Yeah, I and I also it. didn't like the other stuff in Get. the movie, so it didn't trick me. Get yeah. fucked, you two. <laughs> Both of you were tricked.
<laughs> Darn, if only I'd notice sooner. So-called descending. Yes, it is. For just a little bit after it came out. Sometimes an exciting ending can fool an audience into thinking of- But you just said Rogue One was good, didn't you? You Rogue One wasn't all that bad. Or that bad. But now it's one yeah. of the films that's also tricked us. It's like, okay. Like, Rogue One didn't trick me because I watched the ending and I still didn't really like the movie all that much. The ending is cool, but like- I love the ending. Trick me. <laughs> it doesn't have to be an all or nothing all the time. I know, right? It's well, like, oh, it either tricked you or it didn't trick you when you see through the facade. I'm curious but about this whole trick thing. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, if the scene itself it's, is yeah. good and we then believe it is good, we were tricked into thinking it's good? Well, it's he's very, very, Or is it that we think the, the whole film is good because we were tricked by one good scene being good? I mean, the follow-up to that is, how do I determine whether or not someone was tricked or whether or not they earnestly believe it? And why would exactly. I assume that everyone's And tricked? how many scenes have to be good before a film being considered good is not a trick? <laughs> mm -hmm. Very well, interesting. Anything he gives us uh, for parameters, he's just going to contradict. <laughs> yeah, it won't take long. <laughs> yeah. The movie is good, and this final battle is actually pretty dope. But at the same time, it's kind of hard to enjoy it when you realize that you don't care about any of the things that are happening in this movie. Oh, I what? care about everyone. Why is that your I argument? Care about yeah. I, I thought he was gonna go somewhere that I could agree with with that, but no, he went with the stupid argument. You don't care about anything in the movie. It's like, why would you? Why? Yes, I do. I do. I, don't tell I me what I feel. Everyone, Stop man. telling yeah, us like, what we I, care about. I promise, I know what I care you about better than you. Anything. Uh, I just like the idea that nobody cares about Obi Wan. It's like, really, really, you gotta really. Is I'll, that the hill you wanna die I'll be honest with you, man. When 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 he sees his master get stabbed, I'm like, oh, yeah. that poor that fucker. Yeah, that's poor dude. Like the literal counter to this is saying, oh, well, I kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then it's done. Now what? Now what do you do? Feelings are invalid because you were tricked or brainwashed, Mauler. Oh, right. Those pesky that doth light doth more lightsaber trick me. It, it made me think the film was good. Damn it! Bastard. It made you think that Obi Wan, a character you had already seen in the original series, uh, or uh, trilogy, uh, you do not care about him in this movie when you get to see him when he was young. You guys were all tricked. We were all brainwashed. Fucking <laughs> chat! Chat is filled with I kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? People, I, of course, people can care. Don't surprise me, Chad. People here. can care people while care. simultaneously con concluding it wasn't even good. Yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. It's not all or nothing with these movies. Some parts can be good, other parts can be bad. That doesn't mean that I was tricked into liking the. Good or that you did or did not care about any given scene. It's like there's so like, much. Have you just? I cared that the kid that finally got his Turbo Man doll was now becoming a Jedi or was going to become a Jedi. <laughs> I cared. Okay. Was Tiberman after or before that? With what other people? Huh? Like, I don't know. Was the was was Jingle All the Way out, uh, out after or before this? I can't remember. I think I Jingle remember. All the Way was two thousand, but I might be wrong on that. Uh. Let's Google. That's my favorite. Yeah. I can agree with that. I think that's the one I went with last EFAP actually, or the EFAP Mini actually. So I guess not including Die Hard, right? Um, uh, nineteen ninety six. See, Jingle Oh, okay, yeah, he, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I remember watching that thinking, hey, it's the kid from Jingle All the Way. Oh, now he's going to become a Jedi? That's awesome. His dad, his dad was Arnold. Uh, he, he gave his doll away for another kid, and now he's going to become a Jedi. This is great. Good for him. It didn't bother me that he had bad acting because I was a kid and I didn't notice that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I cared. I, just, I fucking cared. I, 
why is he so obsessed with what other people think? He doesn't really talk about the film. He's constantly taking it back to your... He's very obsessed with the meta as opposed to actually, like, analyzing the film. And I feel like that's leading him astray because a lot of it seems to be influenced by what other people think. Yeah, like, like he's more of an aggregate critic than an actual person. Yeah. I think he's yeah. upset that people don't see things the way he does. So yeah, he he's clearly upset about to it. Make, to, make, to brainwash you to think the way he does. <laughs> There's some people that they cannot wrap their fingers around the fact that people think differently and people have different I, opinions and that's okay my mind has immediately recontextualized this as cosmonaut as anakin and obi-wan's there just like you know <laughs> you know it's like you know you oh, i i love that like the idea of him looking at the prequels and yelling that you turned them <laughs> against me like, you, you have know, done that to yourself hopefully this ends with him choking the sequels but yeah your, is, I, your I, lust for subscribers has already done that <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh you know God, I, somebody make that <laughs> lack of standards has already i've seen that. through the lives of the the of the prequels i shall restore peace freedom and security to my sequels your sequels you'd <laughs> <laughs> be like oh only a sith deals in shitty hypocritical statements what? i just like the idea of like attic uh no that's right cosmonaut my allegiance is to truth to objectivity <laughs> you know <laughs> uh... is also one single line that i kind of like in this movie perhaps i killed a jedi and took it from him I don't think so. No one can kill a Jedi. Man, they're like gonna, Spartans. Just gonna yeah. pause and can copy tisms. You never know with these yes. sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, carefully yeah. does that. That's what I mean. I really like Spygon. So. I mean, I like him this, too. I wish I, yeah, I kind of so, want more of him. <laughs> like, just yeah. exchange. I've heard it. It was highlighted in EFET podcast talk once. And the thing is, this is a a tiny, decent exchange. That takes place within a fucking bizarre conversation. The weird scene. one, yeah. It was a really weird conversation with Shmi and all of them eating. It's really weird, but this individual part of it, yeah, this one's good. This, this little, this, this back and forth, this, and um, just this part, these couple lines. Yeah, it's like it's a. I think it's a good line. Cause it's foreboding for. Um, we know after having seen the OT, it's like all the Jedi and the Republic things are going to change, and the fact that he's like, yeah, yeah they they can be killed. It's like, hmm. Um, but they're like Spartans, you know. No one can kill a Jedi for. And I like, yeah, I would have liked to see more of him because he's not as um, he's not like a part of this monolithic Jedi idea. He he seems to be more uh. Interested in his own ideas. Qui Gon was an interesting yeah. Jedi. I would have liked to have seen more before he was cut down by the evil Darth Mule in his prime. Well, it would have been cool if he maybe died at the beginning because we we've talked about this. The idea of like if you got rid of the Phantom Menace and instead had it all take place like Clone Wars. Yeah, like just simple stuff like maybe kill him in the the end of the second movie. Um, yeah, like kill him during the Clone Wars, and now and now like Obi Wan has to take the responsibility of mentoring Anakin alone. And that, yeah, that can help with the disjointed. Like he's like, you're not like yeah. Qui Gon. You're not as good as Qui Gon as a teacher. Like, oof, so that'd be some good yeah. drama. Oh man, that'd be juicy drama <laughs> right <laughs> there. Yeah, <laughs> even then, that would have made it more like brothers because Obi Wan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Qui-Gon's like the dad, and Obi-Wan is the older brother. Nine years old. So, I mean, I feel like that's, unless you have older siblings, I mean, those, even like, so my brother, he's 17 years older than me. It's like he, damn. As it, he seemed more like, you know, can't say not brother because then he gets mad. But uh, he didn't seem like a sibling because we didn't grow up together, you know? So when Anna, when Obi Wan yeah. says, You were my brother, it's like, it, I don't know. Maybe a nephew, maybe a. Yeah, I, I mean, I would always advocate. I don't know. I feel advocate, like we didn't see any of that, so would, it's hard for me to buy. I would advocate that Anakin should have been like 10 years older than he was when we found I him. Give so. him a lot more yeah. of the slavery life to have weighed on him, uh, and then push him closer to Obi Wan's age and. Push, just have them be together for a lot longer before. But you see that, that's the thing, right? Like with the prequels, like oh, they, these are relatively they're minor tweaks in the. I mean, they're they're big, but they're all derived from the the material that's present. Our, whereas our, if you want to make these tweaks, yeah. And our goal here is that we want to feel more for the payoffs that currently exist. Like we're we're like these yeah. are good payoffs. We just want to we want to tweak them so that we can get more tisms. So they're more potent. While the sequels, the sequels were like like we need to change these entirely. <laughs> these payoffs are all wrong. <laughs> like we gotta stop these payoffs. It's terrible. Yeah. I kind of like the subtle foreshadowing in that line, and that's one of the only times I'm ever going to call these movies subtle, so enjoy it. But the main positive in this movie is I'm definitely the music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a funny The John Williams score is always the one aspect of these movies that is on point. I want to believe that old Johnny saw tricked. these movies and was like, okay, I got to try to fix these. Funny fact about the uh, the prequels, from what I understand, um, George Lucas kind of had to push uh, John Williams to keep the choir in the uh, Jewel of the Fates. Because mm -hmm. John Williams wasn't sure if it was um, right. And George Lucas was like, nah, you keep him in. And like, that's one of the most iconic songs in this entire series. I, I don't uh -huh. like the framing there that George, George Lucas didn't give a shit. I yeah, yeah no, Lucas I agree. John Williams didn't care. I think he did care. Well, I think he probably, oh, yeah. liked, you know. Well, he just said that John Williams, uh, he likes to think John Williams was trying to rescue the prequels with his songs. But sure um, John Williams was trying to enhance the material that he thought was already well, there. What is music supposed to do if not that? It's uh, like yeah, emotionally it has, trick but... you. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking violins, oh, yeah, man. Right. I hate it's, those violins. It's, 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 it's insisted, that's right. It insists upon itself. But it is kind of unintentionally funny sometimes because you'll be visually looking at nothing happening in these movies, but the music will be popping the that fuck off. That is something happening. He, but it depends. I don't know what the music was for that moment. Die. I will say that I don't think that was very unemotional. Scene. I mean, they're. I don't know about that one. Like, oh, yeah, he's just being a dick now because he's just showing them running. That's why he's just like, oh, look. I was gonna say the I pitched the music, so oh, I feel like that ruins the point of that you're trying to make by changing the music and saying the music doesn't fit. There's a lot. There's a lot of where this is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you got to take the context of what events are actually taking place versus this shot someone is walking and they've got music on it that doesn't suit someone walking. It's like yeah, but there's more going on than that. We're about to see the shot of. Uh, Anakin heading toward Samuel Jackson about to fucking kill Palpatine. Like, this is yeah. pretty big tisms, and you're like, but he's walking. They're running. Yeah. Like, maybe that shot hangs a bit longer than it needs to. I can, I can probably agree with that. Yeah. I, I honestly feel like when he started walking, that was supposed to be when he cut, because they told him, oh, when you get to this point, yeah, that's possibly. when this yeah. happened, and they yeah. had to extend it for editing reasons. 
And so they left it because it doesn't make sense why he would just stop right there. But that's all I can say in the way of praise. These movies honestly fail at almost every level of oh. filmmaking. Uh, really? The, the on, costumes man. weren't good. The makeup wasn't good. Again, the sets weren't good. Uh, some of the chase scenes weren't good. Really? No good cinematography. So we are going to watch this movie with the same framework that we watched A New Hope in. Don't even, don't even, you framework. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't use the same framework for both of these trilogies and come out saying the sequels are good, the prequels are bad. Oh, well, he said A New you Hope, cannot. but my point is more so that his oh, framework seems to change whenever he fucking decides it's gonna. For the first time, I'm going to try to watch this movie with my fully evolved film brain. I'm going to um, <laughs> all, all right then, but... Tend as if I have never seen this movie before. And right off the bat, the opening title crawl is just too much. Well, I mean, is honestly, it? I prefer it better than The Dead Speak. <laughs> the Dead Speak! Let's address yeah. what he said. Is it too much? But like, no. I, 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 no, I was able to follow I, it quite I'm well, it. so... Yeah, sets it up. And, well. um, let's just pretend for a second that he's in this call and he's like, it's too much. I'd be like, I'm interested to know how you're going to qualify that. Like, how are you going to qualify there's too many things in there? I'm guessing is what you're going to say. Like, how do you even, you know? Like, what's the correct amount of things? Maybe he just can't process over X amount of things, but a lot well, of other people. in Before, he reads out a line and then says, what even is the blah blah blah? And then he reads out another line and goes, what even is the blah blah blah? I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to get. Remember when I talked about how perfect the title crawl is in A New Hope? It's simple, effective, and it doesn't throw too much information at us. This yeah. is the first paragraph in the Phantom Menace title crawl. Turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic. Okay. The taxation of trade routes to outlying stars- What? No, okay. what? Ah, oh, come on, you're being unfair at that point. You're yeah, only but, like but the what second about this sentence is too much? In, you know? It's two sentences. This Very is, this, easy to follow. This is what I mean, like, why? Why do people who criticize the prequels do this? So we got- it's- it's a galaxy. You got a galactic republic. They are currently engulfed in turmoil, meaning, you know, clashing on what's what's right and what's wrong. Now you may think, wait, what are they clashing over? Well, it's the taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems. It's be it's in dispute currently. Uh huh. Yeah. Taxation. Systems okay. is in dispute. This is the first indication oh, of the tone. Oh, you're not going to show the rest. Okay. What was hard about that? What was hard about that? It was two sentences. <laughs> Can your fully evolved film brain not handle that? Fucking taxation, man. That word. Fuck that yeah, word. You, know <laughs> you can't yeah. have it. It's just wrong. It's, it's, too big for Star it's Wars. fucking boring. They're oh, it's boring. Okay. We have a fight in like the first two and a half minutes. Yeah. I... There are so many things to criticize about these movies, and it, I have a whole list that we've made, and people pull these weird ones. <laughs> yeah, the title crawl. I don't understand what it means. Okay. Taxations of trade routes to be in dispute. It's not like tariffs are a concept I should be familiar I, with as an adult. I can't believe we're doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like the the very weird. Like because you know how we always reference like you could have this perfect movie that's all about taxes and a guy in a room doing his tax. The 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 weird tax doesn't mean that the film's boring. It's the act of no. actually writing on the papers that would be boring to watch a character do for two hours. That was our point. Not tax. Like, tax as a concept is just instantly boring. It's like, no, that's not how that works. No. Does he think that history is boring? I, also, I was about to say, like, d the reason why America had their revolution was because they were getting taxed too high. <laughs> 
Like, there's precedent in history for the, the biggest country. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, oh, taxation dispute. That's boring. It's like, dude, your country exists because of taxation disputes. Like, what you, you know. should be Canadian. Oh, well, well, in either case, the most powerful <laughs> country in the world yeah. was born from tax disputes. Yeah, boy. <laughs> People don't like to get taxed. It's well, really tax this is such a lame argument. You can do so much better than this, but okay, let's just yeah. continue. There are no well, signs even like of the life. argument about the title crawl, I wasn't old enough to read when I watched the original Star Wars, so I had no idea what was going on when that mm. was happening. I'm sure he would argue that that's why the films are so good that they can visually explain the story. They don't rely on boring title crawls or something. But... Okay, <laughs> to my recollection, I do not remember reading the opening title crawl for the prequels when I watched it for the very first time. I mean, I can't remember anymore. I don't, re I don't I remember what my remember first either. initial reaction was to reading the fucking title crawl in Phantom Menace and whether or not I was bored. Yeah. <sighs> I, I guarantee I wasn't bored because the music would have carried it easily. Clearly. When you were tricked by the title crawl into not- you were tricked into not being bored. That's why you blocked it from your mind. Oh. Alright. It, it really was tricked. boring, but you liked it, so you were tricked into liking it. You gotta oh. feel bad for the really impassioned accountants who's watching this movie, like, oh, tax of, oh, tax of fun. Actually, numbers are really interesting. <laughs> yeah. We got any, an got any accountants? Society. Got any accountants in EFAB chat? Taxation accountants? <laughs> Just, I don't know. I really feel like it's possible. Yeah. In this movie, at all, the performances are stiff. The lines some, are dry lie, and some. lifeless. Some. I'd say a lot. Some, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You... Lines, yeah, sure. But some of the acting. Yeah, some, some of the acting is downright terrible. Um, but but there's, I mean, I mean, we all, everybody, even the most ardent prequel haters, acknowledge that everything to do with Palpatine is great. And Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's lines are often and filled with quite McGregor. a bit of cheekiness. He's often very yeah, cheeky. He's, he's, I, I really Qui -Gon's like Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. And also, I like Qui-Gon too, yeah. Yeah, yeah people, people like, um, Qui-Gon delivers his lies like a dead person. It's like, no, 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 he's, the word, I know it's memed, the word is stoic. It is, it is applicable, yeah. I'm sorry. They're like, oh, all he could do is describe him as stoic. It's like, but he is. But, but well, some people are stoic. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> around Anakin, and that's something that you see, like, right when he sees Anakin, he, like, his face lights up because he can sense the force. <laughs> now I will say that it's it's shame that Padme's acting is absolutely atrociously bad. Um, a lot of her I'd delivery. I don't. I have to assume it's the direction or something because Natalie Portman's a fine actress. Like she's done a lot yeah. of great shit. But like some of the ways um, she delivers lines are very strange. Like, um, remember when she says. I am not asking you to help us. No, I am begging you to help us. Is that thing with Boss Nass? I remember being like, oh my god, that delivery is really so weird. weird. Yeah. And uh, Shmi's actress, really shit, not gonna lie. Really <laughs> bad. Really terrible. I wouldn't give that to them, because here's George hates working with actors, so they'd get one take at most, and there's even uh, a you know one of those behind-the-scenes things where... Uh, when Anakin and Padme, when she's packing her suitcase to go back to Naboo, and they're talking, one of the cutscenes that shows like George saying, "All right, next scene," and uh, Hayden Christensen, he's like, "Can I do that again?" Like, I, I really didn't like that. And George is like, "Fine." <laughs> <laughs> he's so frustrated that he's like, 
no, you you said the lines correctly. Let's Dude. move on. And Hayden's like, no, that wasn't a good take. Have you, you know? heard the rumors like, that oh. Hayden Christensen's reprising his role as Anakin in Disney Star Wars? I, I heard that. Yeah. So, oh what he, if he was supposedly he supposedly shot scenes for Rise of Skywalker that they cut all of it out? There's all these rumors. Uh, about what it. if? But that would be one of the things at Star Wars Celebration because he was there. Like, I'm 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 not going to make any stakes about the quality of the writing. They're probably going to destroy Anakin even more. But um, what if they like have a scene with him that's quite emotional and he like nails it like Hayden Christensen now? That'd be cool. Be yeah. like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's not a bad actor if he watches other movies. It's, it's I mean, I saw Awake, and I remember being, he was mostly asleep for the whole film, so. <laughs> like, I mean, it's well, kinda... His voice acting in that was pretty dramatic. Yeah, yeah I need to see sleep. that again, probably. Um, I, I don't remember having any problems with But yeah, I mean, I'm more interested in Cosmonauts writing criticisms. Like, as for the acting, mm -hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. And the movie isn't even directed in an engaging way. It's not directed in an engaging way. Just by the fact that you acknowledge that the fights are really well shot. And, and the pod race is good. And I would want him to say, what do you mean by that? Yeah, Directed in specific. an engaging way. I assume he I means say, you have J.J. J. Abrams where the camera can't stay fucking still. It has to run around. It's like, la 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 while it keeps... And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, right? Like, the idea that a camera is flowing and it's trying to keep up with the action to make you feel like it's frenetic itself, but... The idea that, like, that's just better than a camera not moving, I'm just like, ah, oh, you have to do better than that. I think he's about to say what he means, actually. Let's Everybody kind of talks the same, and it's oh, really No, he's not awkward. <laughs> Who the fuck talks like this? This is incredible. Why did you choose that? Why that? Why that? You have so many other examples. Yeah. Besides, you chose like a weird alien. Yeah, you chose, like, a weird old alien saying, this is incredible. It's like, oh... That's... <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself? Like <laughs> the first thing in chat, an alien. It's like, yeah, why did you pick an alien? Why does the Nymoidian talk the way he does? I don't know. <laughs> listen, listen. Talk. Look how weird Have this alien talks. You show Jabba going ooga beega <laughs> What a fucking freak. <laughs> Basically, every line Padme says is awkwardly delivered in this weird, robotic, bizarre yeah. tone and delivery. And you chose this? Yeah. Hopefully, he'll keep giving examples. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll We recommend a commission be sent to Naboo to ascertain the truth. The Congress of Malastare concurs with the... You're not what? I like this the Malastare guys. Example. What's wrong with the Malastare The guy? Congress yeah, of Malastare. Yeah. Of all of the things to pick, why doesn't he pick, I don't like Sam? Yeah, I, well, like that's probably one of the most awkwardly delivered lines, and he picks this, a bunch of aliens. Yeah, he picks people who have different accents by design because they're aliens, and it's like, well, that doesn't sound American to me. <laughs> delegates from the Trade Federation. When you start the movie, you might I think like that the, the Jedi. Really cool. uh, oh well. Just talk in this weird, overly wordy way because they're like warrior monks. I kind of accept the fact that they talk weird, but everybody do fucking talks talk like weird? this except the Jamaican oh, and the literal know? child. I'm sorry, I need to play that again. What did you just say? Yeah. Lifeless, and the movie isn't even directed in an engaging way. Everybody kind of talks the same, and it's really awkward. Like, who the fuck talks like- How, do, how could you possibly say that everyone talks the same? Like, I you don't could, talk the same. The, the, what but, we were yeah, highlighting was how some people are worse. Like Padme. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's some people noticeably worse than others, so obviously they wouldn't be talking the same. Absolutely. Like this. this is incredible. We recommend a commission be sent to- I don't even know, um, I'm gonna have to keep pausing this bit. I didn't mean to go back this far, but, you know, copytisms again.
to ascertain the truth. The Congress of Malastare concurs with the Honorable Delegate from the Trade Federation. When you start the movie, you might think that the All Jedi right. just talk in this weird, overly wordy way because they're like wards. What's... I don't, I don't remember them talking way. in a weird, wordy way. Do I. I don't either. They just seem to be pretty normal. Yeah. Uh, they maybe a little bit more formal. Really a little bit more formal, but not overly wordy. It's more just formal language, I would say. Yeah, they're not... Yeah, they're not overly casual. They're not yeah, flippant. Pretty much. Yeah. For your monks. I kind of accept the fact that they talk weird. But everybody fucking talks like this, except the Jamaican and the literal child. I got nothing. Oh my God. Yeah, I got nothing here, too. And I, while they may sound different, their line delivery is on another fucking level. You mean I get to come with you and your starship? See, George That's not a particularly yeah, bad yeah. line considering his other ones. I saw- yeah. Yeah, it's- it's weird, like, it's not good, but you have a treasure trove of weird lines from this child yeah. actor. You're not making good example choices no. here. And I don't know, Very man, like, you, ha you hang out with children, they do, uh, say things in weird Sometimes ways. Speak weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really do. Like, like we're not, you know, I don't want to say that, like, they, like there, there, there are kid actors that are amazing out there. There's not many, but there's there's a couple of stuff. It's just like, and I'm not saying that Jake Lloyd is amazing, but it's just weird he went for that line. That... Movie The Good Son. No, no, that's with Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin when they're kids. It's a great movie. It's really twisted. It's Macaulay Culkin is a psychopath, and Elijah's Wood. Elijah's died. Wood to go live with his aunt and uncle but Macaulay Culkin is like trying to kill him but they're kids ah. um, how, how have you never seen this movie it's so so the draw on that is that Elijah Wood how do you think uh, what do you think Nightmare Before Christmas is boring we could ask all kinds of questions <laughs> all day who knows I, I can go in for a while and talk about every aspect of why I find the Nightmare Before Christmas boring <laughs> I won't stop. I'll let you make your whole speech, and I won't say a word. Can we talk more about <laughs> Elijah's Wood? Or no, no, no is that... Elijah's Wood. Dialogue. I I acknowledge other people like the movie. I particularly don't. Also, the kids from Hill House—they're fucking great. Yeah. Even, even though why am I shat on them? I don't care. I don't even care. They were really, really, no, they're really good. Great. They're really they good. They did fantastic. Shockingly yeah. good, actually. Mm -hmm. They're super fucking young. It's like whoa. George has this weird problem where his dialogue is kind of the worst thing about his movies. I'm not lying, man. Even in the original Star Wars, the instant classic, his actors constantly made fun of him for his dialogue. And then I started reading, and it seemed to me the dialogue was pretty ropey. This is a true story. Harrison Ford, who plays the space pirate in the film, at one point threatened to tie George up and, and uh, make him say his own lines at gunpoint. <laughs> but back then, he had a team to help him fix up the script and make it sound like lines that real people would say. Star Wars should be simple. We just saw Han Solo talking it like- Should be. I'm sick of these should. <laughs> yeah. Things and... should be there. I don't know how I feel about that. all of that, by the way. Like, uh... I feel like you can't, for, for pragmatic reasons, I might agree. Like, you guys clearly can't handle anything other than simple, and even then, it's really shaky. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well I, I meant more about the dialogue, like the idea that it was always bad, it, only before he had people to help him. It's like, um... So this presupposes then that there is no good dialogue in the prequels, right? Which I disagree with. I disagree with that too. Uh, hold on, I'm double checking. Yeah, no, Star Wars, the first one was written by George Lucas. Like, he wrote it. 
Well, yeah, but he's saying like, ah, well, the fact that it's good or has good dialogue in it means that he's not responsible, which I think is bullshit. That's bullshit, yeah, you can't say that. Uh, similarly, twice the pride, double the fall. That's usually one of the ones I reference. It's like, oh, well, that must have been someone else because it's good. <laughs> it's like, okay. And plus, and, and, and the thing is, right, it's like, you know, the, again, the middle ground. It's like, yeah, this, this ain't like Aaron Sorkin level, you know, screenwriting here, but it's not, it's not like the worst dialogue ever. There's just bad lines mixed in in uh, the prequels. I just wanted to get to the plot. Yeah, I'd say that overall, it's not good, but there are it's definitely good. things you no. can pull out of it. Absolutely, it's not good many examples. Yeah, and I, and I just, I yeah. think that we have to, we have to be fair. It's like, so these bad lines, fucking George Lucas, nice one. But then you go, oh, these good lines. Well, okay, well, good job, George Lucas. Probably, yeah. yeah, he's the director. Yeah. He gets the same. He wrote it. He's the screenwriter director. Yeah. Star Wars should be simple. Like a regular fucking guy. And now all the characters talk like weird Shakespeare robots. Yeah, because a lot of them and are politicians. A... Yeah, I mean, go watch, like, Parliament taking place in Britain. Like, you can find them on YouTube and stuff. A lot of it's very confusing. You listen to them, you're like, wait, what? What are you... Because like, they have yeah. to use a lot of official and formal language to explain what they're trying to get across. Real? The word that I've heard people yes. use to describe this dialogue. Shakespearean. But that's honestly using the is word wrong, in my bad? opinion. I've always seen a work as Shakespeare. Well, you said, is he... I don't know about Shakespearean. Shakespearean. Yeah, I, I, I would just ask someone what they mean specifically. I want to see what he's defining as Shakespearean. When we talk okay, about well, how the actions of, of the characters dictate their emotions, oh. it's less. The actions of the characters dictate their emotions. That's what Shakespearean is, according oh, to Oh, that's him. just writing in general. I was going to say, how is that not just ubiquitous writing? Yeah. Why they say and more anime? about how they feel. Yeah, it's not like, just Shakespearean yeah. because they, they talk They fight, funny. that means they want to fight. It's annoying. It's not Shakespearean <laughs> if they talk funny. I don't think that's what the person's argument would have been. This hypothetical person wouldn't have said, well, they talk funny because Shakespeare. <laughs> like, what? And it makes mm. it impossible to connect to the characters. And this manner of speech makes- uh, Impossible? I connected as well. I mean, I understand what they're saying. This. Like, yeah, they're not speaking a different language here. Jeez. So that we never really know who these characters are on a deeper level. What? Oh my god. Oh? I mean, if he says so. Hmm. Uh... <sighs> yeah. I, yeah. I well, I was that. just told that I, I don't care about these people and they don't have a deeper level to understand them on. I'm just like, oh. So, uh, us seeing Qui-Gon say, Yoda, if you don't let me train the boy, I'm going to go off and train him on my own. De straight up defying the entire Jedi Council. That He is no other deeper level. I'm going to do what I think is right and what needs to be it's done. It's, you it's know, it's impossible to understand. So be it. It, you know, everyone in this movie is telling Qui-Gon, like all of the Jedi, even Obi-Wan, they're like, no, don't do this. No, you're, you're, you're reaching. You're really reaching that this boy is the chosen one. He's like, I don't care. I believe it, and I'm going to follow through with it. I Even like his dying idea. wish is to say, <laughs> you must train the boy, not, yo, Obi-Wan, you're a great apprentice. I love you. Always have, always will. Like, have a great life. No, he's just like, train the fucking kid. That's mm -hmm. his dying wish. He doesn't have any deeper levels. All right. I, I like Whatever. the idea. <laughs> I really like the idea that he's watching the scene where Obi Wan screaming no as well no as Qui Gon gets stabbed in the gut and he's just like I don't <laughs> yeah I can't connect to this I don't, I don't understand why you feel this way yeah I need him to I, I don't understand what's the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, why do you care? I mean, he's just, you know, itchy stomach. He just needed to get the scratch. <laughs> in the, because in none of these characters have character traits. D what? That false. For a, like, citation needed. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's possibly oh, the most disagreeable thing you said. They, of course, have traits. Like, it's... Yeah. Uh, Boo. Say these things. They don't have traits. Well, I don't want to repeat myself, but I just gave a really big character <laughs> trait for him. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, oh my man. god. E even for we can go into Palpatine. You're saying Palpatine didn't have any great Palpatine has traits. no traits. Watching yeah. him play both sides. Yeah, the first and thing that came to mind for me was devious. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you can do it in one word, right? Obi-Wan, cheeky, you know? <laughs> I've just been reminded. Stoic. Category two, invalid. <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, oh sorry, God. I should say category two. Invalid. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, well, you know, what else could... All I need to do is name one character with one trait, and he's done. So we did it. <laughs> Good counter-argument, lads. We did it. They also never talk about how they feel, and all of the dialogue- They never talk about how they what? feel. That's incorrect as well. <laughs> no, watch Attack of the Clones. All Anakin is doing is talking about his feelings. He's talking about how he feels. Well, it's, in fairness, in fairness, he's degrading. talking strictly about TPM right now. So just cite a scene where someone right. talks about how they feel in that film. I've got one where Padme is talking to Anakin, and he's explaining how he's very much not ready for whatever the hell's gonna happen, and uh, he gives her the- thing that he makes it a little little i forget what it's called and um and he, and he explains how he feels about seeing her as well the you, you look like an angel that shit i just he also says he feels cold yeah yes yeah, so, objectively he is wrong anakin described that he felt yeah. cold <laughs> so. invalid log <laughs> is just to tell us what is literally do you remember when obi-wan apologizes to qui-gon because he felt like he might have been uh, too brash and uh, sort of ignoring Qui-Gon's interest and his goals and that uh, Qui-Gon's expressed like difficulty with the council he he goes against it like what I'm trying to advocate for here is like huh traits huh feelings huh uh. Uh. <laughs> happening in the story take all the dialogue scenes in this movie and think about what their purpose is in the story Two characters explaining where they are and what they're doing. Characters coming up with a plan. Characters coming up with a plan. Characters coming up with a plan and meeting someone new. Characters making a deal. That's fucking normal. Yeah, That's yeah. like saying, oh, an Independence Day, when they're explaining the plan to go and deliver the virus to the mothership. Oh, that's bad writing. That's bad. This is very uncharitable is the problem. Plan. Yeah, he's the plan? being super uncharitable. What's he saying? Uh, is he saying the? I just got back. He's saying all the dialogue does is advance the plot, and it never yeah, tells like, us anything. Nobody ever talks terrible. about how they feel. All the, all the dialogue does is advance the plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, that's a good thing. Secondly, <laughs> we, what is what a strange thing to say? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I could do the reverse argument. I could be like, this film never has any dialogue that progresses the plot, and then I just show you a montage of all the times they talk about how they feel. Like, it's not hard to do this. It's just dishonest editing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, odd. I guess, I guess he, the better way to phrase that would be the dialogue doesn't do enough to uh, establish the characters or to flesh out the characters of the world, which I, yeah. I yeah, would have 
agree with. Yeah, I, th I think more uh, could be done. But this is the problem, is that yeah. they go hyperbolic and they're like, nothing is done. These aren't characters. You're like, motherfucker, yes they are. Yeah, that's I, I could pull, again, this, this movie's like 3 out of 10. I think it's shit. But man, there's good stuff there. There's lines here to pull from. Like, there, there is stuff there. There is gold in them there hills. You just have to go find it. Not with the sequel trilogy, though. <laughs> Ain't no gold Not in them there. Not with the sequel trilogy. That mine is, oh, that has been dried up for decades now. And everyone knows the old Star Wars mine dried up decades ago. And coming up with a plan. Characters talking about the plot and what's happening. Characters coming up with a plan. Characters coming up with a plan. So what about the scenes where they discuss their feelings about things? What about that? What about them? Yeah. Mm. Well, don't inappropriate flirting. You're a funny little boy. Character. She said he's funny. That's flirting? That's <sighs> flirting. Have you ever been around? I, oh, I, my I, no. oh my god. Oh my god. Why would he show Padme? Why wouldn't he show Anakin saying, "Are you an angel?" What? Like, uh, why choose this take you, instead of when he's actually? Do like, you think he thinks that anytime a woman provides you any kind of compliment, she is flirting with you? <laughs> I heard Anna say that he was a funny little dog. I don't like her flirting with him. It's terrible. Don't do that. Jared, it ain't right. And in front of everybody, too. Hey, hey right. Calling someone a funny? It's flirting. <laughs> Gotta stop that shit right there. Called me funny? What are you, some kind of queer? Hmm. Just coming up with a plan. Do you see the fucking problem here? There are very few scenes of our characters being normal people and expressing emotions in this movie. The shot you just showed was Qui-Gon trying to come up with a way to rescue Anakin and his mother from slavery. Because, I mean, I, I don't even know if I should go on. <laughs> it's like weird that we could go, we could talk about it till the cows come home about how the plan is executed and how it's done and the details of it. But it's pretty obvious what he's doing. Yep. There is legitimately only one scene of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon talking to each other about anything that isn't the immediate plot. The only time they have a fucking heart-to-heart heart is at the end of the movie. I agree they should have had more. Yeah. It is, it is kind of bizarre that he had these characters split up for this whole movie, essentially. Yeah, I would have kept Obi-Wan well, with Qui-Gon. die in this movie, yeah. You yeah. Know, and then did die the same here. with Anakin and Obi-Wan in the next in movie. episode, yeah. I feel like the reason why he did that was because he's like, everyone knows who Obi-Wan Kenobi is, so let's have him not take the, the screen time or the thunder away from Qui-Gon to make you right. care about Qui-Gon. Which that I think was, was uh, probably misguided. Yeah but, having, um, yeah, but having Anakin around Qui-Gon, if anything, would help flesh Qui-Gon out with his relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I, especially with the payoff. Oh, I agree. It wasn't a good choice. I think Obi-Wan should have been in it more. But I think that's probably what George's thought process was, was let's have... Maybe. You know, because if Obi-Wan's there, everyone knows already who Obi-Wan Kenobi <sighs> is. Their focus is going to be on Obi-Wan. I think uh, that's what I mean is I think it's misguided because the benefit should be people know who Obi-Wan is. So if we have the scenes with them together, that's going to just because they're in proximity with each other, if their relationship gets fleshed out, a lot of the love that people have for Obi-Wan is going to get placed onto Qui-Gon because they value the relationship he has with a character who they like. And I would just that say that um, the approach I would suggest. with the yeah. one of the biggest payoffs of the movie being the reaction to Qui-Gon's death and Qui-Gon's death in general, I'd be like, you got it's probably better to build up how important he is to Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. Not saying there isn't, oh. just saying more of it would be cool. Also, I, uh, I'm going to have to call it there, guys. Bullshit. I would like to, you know, oh, we only got you. 10 minutes in. But though, yeah, I will have to call it there.
Do you do you have any uh, chance yeah. of coming back, or are you abandoning us forever? Um, it will probably be yeah. It will probably be forever. Yeah. Uh, For all time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can tell that you're quite upset. Same <laughs> we'll again. Um. Yeah, uh, oh, is this where I shill or no? <laughs> I mean, I think people probably would have subscribed if they wanted by now with how regular you're on you, but you could do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's oh, coming yeah. next for Fringy, the YouTube channel? Oh, the YouTube channel, oh boy. <laughs> I'm making a comic, but that's gonna be a while away. Ooh. Yeah, two pages oh. down, so it's like no progress really at all. But two. Are you gonna do zero. like an Indiegogo type thing, or is it? I was just gonna release it for free, honestly, because it's like the first. It's the first one, so I was just like, oh, I'll do the pages, and then I'll probably start releasing them when it's done. I'll just upload a free PDF for that. Have one, you ever done like a a webtoon? Uh, I've heard of that website, but um, I don't use it. But that's probably a good, actually, option. I might write it, that it's down. It's actually really good. I'd, I'd recommend it if you just want to put it out for free and it already has, like, an established audience. So yeah, if you want to do free... And then if it gets popular, you can get paid Well, effectively, it. um, what my goal is, is uh, I just was like, I need to, like, actually make something. I need to just, like, sit down and make something because the idea would be that at some point in the future I'd want to make something bigger and longer and actually mm -hmm. professional and then release that. And then do the kick. Oh, and also congratulations on your uh, Kickstarter. Was that Kickstarter or was it Indiegogo? The one that Indiegogo. you did. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's the plan right now. And as for like a video, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, follow me on Twitter. I don't post that much anymore either. So, so pretty much I'm uncontactable. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun this morning. We will miss um, you, sir. I can't believe you only showed up for how long was it? Four and a half hours. <laughs> Yeah, nearly five hours. <laughs> You're only ten minutes in. Good luck, guys. At least you got past the Yeah, intro. that was those were a dense ten minutes yeah. though. Yes, I know. It's uh I've already seen this video, by the way. Um and just yeah, FYI for the rest of it. Just so you know, it's bad video. It's really bad. And like the prequels aren't even good movies, and he screwed it up. So yeah, good job. <laughs> Alright, uh yeah. It was fun, guys. Alright, catch you later. Doodles. Bye bye. Bye. Yo. Here we go. Hello. It's that bullshit man. Yeah, it's a green guy here. No, he left. He abandoned us. In our time of need, huh. no less. Thank God. All right. Um, if, if you got you got you got a link in that in that text channel, if you wanna you wanna grab that, it'll yeah. send you to a watch together in which autism yeah. are happening. Well, let me to grab. You're still in the Cosmo, aren't you? Yes. It's um. Yeah. It's something else. It's it's been a wild adventure. I really think we've covered a lot of what you could call the corners of his yeah. psyche. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I came in about halfway through that because I was out pretty earlier today. But uh, wow, this one's a tough one. Um, but yeah, if you want to just jump in, we'll uh, get get you sinkerooned. I think I got a scroll. Here it is. Is it? Here we go. Get all caught up here. Uh, oh, part two. Um, I think we're good, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, right now I'm on zero. I don't know if that's correct. I'll just drag you around. Yeah, is, that about, is, is that working? Oh, there we go.
the only time they have a fucking heart to heart is at the end of the movie. For 99% of the runtime, these characters have no relationship to one another and we never learn how they feel about each other. I don't even know if that's They're true. Apprentice. Yeah, but I'd have to double check. I definitely agree that their relationship is severely lacking in its um like depth. I feel there's there's really like, almost nothing here. By how but they there's... interact, you can definitely infer a lot about their relationship. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that. Jacks with his master. Yeah, which is quite interesting, actually, as a dynamic. Um, I just yeah, like in uh, Tatooine, I just feel like if Obi Wan had just gone with them, it, we could have gotten uh, lots of opportunities for. So much. Different but we things. had to bring Jar Jar. It's very important that Jar Jar was there and Padme. It's very important these characters. I mean, fuck, if they'd left Jar Jar on the ship, we probably wouldn't have we probably destroyed all of it. So. <laughs> yeah. Misa tried to fix the hyperdrive. <laughs> it was catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie poopsie. Yep. Oh, no. We're expected to care when this happens. <laughs> I do care. This but okay uh i do care i i mean i still think that seed is something i care about yeah I, i'm gonna put it out there i still care <laughs> i i i care i don't know what else to say you said i i we don't but i do uh, yeah <laughs> this, is the, this is what we've been reduced to on efab like i care uh i cared yeah there it comes again in chat i cared got lots of i cared <laughs> we've all been brainwashed to care we don't actually care we were brainwashed to care the EFAP equivalent yeah, of the I am Spartacus. So I I just stand up, hand on heart. I kid. <laughs> this movie also has some of the most <laughs> flat performances I've ever seen. I don't fully understand. This is a strange place to me. There is zero chemistry between any of these actors. I don't agree with that. There's chemistry between Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Back and forth. Like, especially the one that he was referencing with the after just they've spoken to the council. I don't know. Chemistry's complicated as well in terms of being definitive about whether or not it's present. You need to be like... You gotta, you gotta explain yourself a little better. Well, even like the snarkiness between Qui-Gon and Padme. And she's like, I disagree with you. And he's like, well, mm -hmm. we're going to do it anyway. Guess. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of want to get to the more definitive parts of this, because you kind of already covered the acting. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Zero. I mean, literally, no chemistry. This movie is not None? fun to watch. It's not even fun to make fun of. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. I have a lot of fun making fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Like, it's not fun to make fun of something. It's like, how do you. <laughs> I like how he is the ultimate, you know, power of what he gets to dictate on what people get enjoyment. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this video. There's a lot of, like, you feel this way, don't you? And you're like, no? <laughs> but okay. Not fun now, to make fun of. Been... I don't know. Like, I guess the only genre you could say that's not fun to make fun of would be, like, bad comedies. But, uh, now nah, this game, this, uh, game, ha, this movie was, uh, a lot of fun to make fun of. Like, it made a career out of it. I've been making fun of this new scene from The Rise of Skywalker because of this particular line. Yeah, so before whatever he qualifies it as, it's dumb as fuck because flight 
is not remotely a new thing in this universe and shock being shocked by this when it's the most affluent faction in the entire universe like oof they have jetpacks which have existed since like 50 years ago at least it's like oh my goodness what will they have also, next? Also, one of the issues of this was the fact that Disney created comics and canon for Poe Dameron, where he witnesses this happening before the events of this film. And then they have him be surprised by the fact that they do the thing that he saw in canon that they created. <sighs> and, and, I don't know, man. It's dumb. It's too quippy. It sounds like Marvel dialogue. Okay. That's not even... <sighs> See, this is why I did that. I was curious if he would just, like, fuck up the criticism. It's like, it's too quippy. Like, oh... Because that's something that we could easily qualify. What is too quippy? What is not too quippy? What does quippy even mean? Like, t t characters being witty and quick. Uh, in yeah, they, maybe they, if they you, say you, shit with a quick smirk. Like, when you feel... Yeah, the only argument you can make... You have to make an argument that they wouldn't say that, or that it's tonally inconsistent with the situation. You can't just say, like, they did a quip. Bad. <laughs> that's all again. I wouldn't say quippy. But he's like he's gonna be arguing against that when that wasn't even that's like one of the things about being witty is that you can just, you know, pull it out of thin air. Quick witted. Why would you make a whole nother word? Also, what's the what's the well, noise in the background for you, Anna? It's like a uh, that is the cricket. The sun has gone down and there is a cricket I've been trying for like <laughs> weeks now there's a cricket in your room he's there's fucking nothing I can... i've tried i have i'm serious he's like he's he's trying to trying to ruin this video he's trying to be like this is how people feel about this video crickets actually class but that's really clever i'll have you know oh my god <laughs> i like him i subscribed <laughs> i subscribed because he doesn't provide examples of the things that he's saying I like his voice, okay? It does make it does make it easier for me to accept the things he says is true because of his lack of examples. Okay, yeah, whatever. Let's talk about this for a second, though. Penis. Compare this chase scene to a chase scene from this movie. Our heroes are gonna be- Why are we doing this? Alright. I thought we were, like, uh, talking about why the prequels suck, not whether or not this nope. chase scene is better than the other one. By the way, nope. gonna be tough we competition. The Rise of Skywalker scene. one is shite. Mm-hmm be eaten by a giant monster. I wonder how they feel about this. Oh, they don't really, they don't really care. These characters just can't be bothered to what give a Jar -Jar? shit. Um, so Jada's freaking the fuck out <laughs> and the Jedi are remaining calm. Like they've been trained, you said they were trained warrior monks. They're acting like trained warrior monks. Jar Jar's flipping the fuck out right now. He has yeah, to be Vulcan nerve pinched. Yeah, and I was gonna say, like probably reasonable to infer that they're like, right, Freaking out's not gonna help. We gotta, we gotta do this the best way we can. As long as we can get through this, it'll be fine. Like it's that's the attitude they clearly have with a lot of stuff. The only time you even see Obi Wan freak out is when Qui Gon's definitively killed, essentially. At all. Just relax. Relax. Okay, yeah, man, I won't worry. Even when they're planning the final battle, they so don't So now we can tell care. someone who's panicking to relax? Because... <laughs> I mean. I'm like, we're 11 minutes in. We got three movies to cover. Like, come on. <laughs> Once we're inside, we shouldn't have a problem. Oh, yeah, won't be a problem. No use in me being emotionally invested. The movie... He's listening. Once they're inside, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, because the idea is that all the defenses are on the outside. Once they get in, it shouldn't be hard to get to the Viceroy. That's... I mean, there are other things to criticize about that plan, but you've gone for one that I don't even see the problem on. I'm like, uh... 
Sounds all well, right to all me. Don't make any sense. They don't help his argument. If anything, all of us can think of a better example in the movie that's like, if you were really trying to push this, you should have used this instead of this. It has low stakes, low energy, and it really doesn't... Low stakes? I don't even know that you could... Low energy. I mean, the energy one's a little harder to be definitive about, but low stakes, like, I don't know, it's the lives of all of our characters? It, isn't that pretty high stakes? I don't know. Nope, because I don't care about the characters, because things... No, we don't care about the characters, because he said we don't care about the characters. We were being... ...doesn't allow you to engage with it in the same level that you would with any other Star Wars movie. So yeah, personally, I'll take these corny, energetic performances- That was your comparison? Wow, alright then. Oh, he's I arguing in that. favor of them, aren't he? He's, he's oh, looking at, no. solely from the framing, that one set of characters, who are completely different, by the way, are all energetic, and the other ones are less energetic. It's like, hmm. Yeah. That's it, huh? Alright. Is right, over this okay. shit any day of the fucking week, but hey, that's just me. So anyway, let's talk about the actual plot. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I have never known the plot of this movie until now. Why? I'm, I don't even why, know what to what? make of that. I, I don't understand. Like, I understood when I was a child watching this. Seems really weird that you didn't understand this. Most of the times when I watch this movie, it's with friends where we just quote the awkward or funny moments until we get bored and turn it off halfway through. But as far as the plot goes, I am only just now piecing it together after having watched this movie for 20 years. Um, I don't know, what, right, to, I don't I, know what to say. Like, so hold on, is yeah, he so saying that he thing, has watched this regularly for 20 years and only now he's getting it? But the plot is simple. It really I don't understand is. why he didn't get it. It really isn't complicated. I that says more that's about him than the movie. Uh, that's right. I was, I was kind of <laughs> going that way. Like I don't know. What, I'm like, mm. <laughs> you did okay. Well, all right. That is not a good sign. But hey, maybe it's just. I don't know that it's a bad sign for the film or a bad sign for something else. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, thinking something else. It's me, right? Maybe I'm the dumbass who just doesn't get it. Oh. So I even asked I think you guys that on might Twitter be the case. if you knew the plot of this movie. He gets and it. And most of you didn't. Yeah, because you're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so first off, it's not even that close. Um, it, I want to. I want to. So I don't know if this is not clear. There are things called variables, right? So if, number one. Who knows what the last time people watched The Phantom Menace was, the people who voted on this. S secondly, uh, he's done videos that are sympathetic to, like, uh, the sequel trilogy, and he's already shot on the prequels, so you can imagine there's a bent against the, fa uh, the prequels in his audience. It's like, okay. Thirdly, you don't even know necessarily what they mean when they say nope, lol. They could be like, oh, I get most of it, but not all of it. Like, that could be it. You, you don't even know. It's just like, this. what does this prove exactly? Another thing, too, is he kind of poisoned the well a little bit by saying what he thinks already, and I think that that could um, influence people's votes a little, just to kind of be a like, oh, you know, I, I, I like this guy and I want to agree with him sort of thing. I don't know, that's just a bit of tinfoil hat for me, but I feel like, like if he just said... Towards an answer. Pretty much, yeah. So if he just asked the question, I think that it would be far closer 
or in the other direction if uh, if he just plain asked the question and not used words like actually explain or anything like that is like if you were asked to explain could you and then they yeah. just ask the question could and i think actually that would actually explain yeah it, the wording yeah. of that is very much uh and and this it is the thing if you haven't seen you should know the answer if i hadn't seen the film in a year i might be like well i mean i can't like maybe i can't fully explain it or, or, like I, I don't know i can get you the basics i don't know if that counts as yes or no no fuck that i could explain that to him even if the last time i watched it was back in that i just don't i don't know how useful this is like explain well, the plot okay, of it's his audience that are voting on this. I mean, I feel like, what if you said, like, could you f fully explain the plot of TFA? I imagine some people would be like, uh, they're trying to get the map to Luke. Uh, I think. <laughs> like, yeah. I could explain the plot to all of those damn movies, as stupid as they are. Oh, I'm just but trying to highlight that, like, this is, it's just such a, there's so many variables that this is just worthless, really. I actually expected most of you guys to lie or just check the wiki. But How do you no, know they're not lying? How once. do you know they're not and lying? I, oh, I, I can explain that right. So assume... if they if they disagree with him, they're lying. Exactly. He's got it's a very thorough lying. system. It's like they've been tricked about the plot and tricked about this and tricked about that. Because the plot uh, is overly complicated. I mean, it is, is but that's not why that? we don't understand that it. Is... Overly complicated? I understand it. It's really simple. I guess, well, he said he wants it simple, but this counts as overly complicated, apparently. It's because the plot is not conveyed properly to the audience. Okay. For a movie that's mostly just our characters telling us what they're going to do and then doing that thing with no diverging paths, this movie is really bad at conveying what the story is. Uh, no. I'm waiting it, for arguments. It actually isn't. As I mean, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just waiting for him to actually qualify it. The story is presented to us in a way where we cannot understand it unless we can read. You keep saying this over and over again that it just doesn't make sense. It's like qualify it. Give Tell me, me what doesn't make sense. What's Give complicated? Give me an example. Help me. Convince <laughs> me. Don't just say it. Convince me. The minds of the characters in this movie, information is conveyed in a very strange. You said this already. I swear to God, I'm going to lose my mind. And vague way. Take, for example, the scene where Anakin okay, is being interviewed by the Jedi Council. They ask him some random questions, and then they say, Sorry, he's evil. We cannot train him. Um. That's not at all what they say. <laughs> he's evil. He's they evil. say he's too old and that he has fear in him. And the, also, they don't really focus too much on this, but the fact that he already has like an emotional bond to his mother, that's one of the reasons why they take younglings away when they're infants. So they don't have that kind of bond with someone. So that way, it can't be used against them to turn to the dark side, which is one of the really big reasons why Anakin turns to the dark side, because he they, knew what yeah. love was. They don't want people with superpowers being evil, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. They say hurts. they sense fear in Anakin, and that is the main reason why he's not to be trained. So you're telling me you expect the kid to just not be scared at all? There's fear of loss, is what they say, right? Fear of losing the mother. Fear of loss leads to the dark side. Which, by the way, I think's dumb, but they do mm -hmm. explain very clearly why. It's not hard to understand what they're meaning here. They're very explicit about it. Yeah, the, the like the way I understand it anyway is just the you you fucking highly attached to your mom. You're sad you're gonna lose her, and if if you did, you just lose your shit and start using the force to kill younglings. They're sure of it. <laughs> they like lay that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, that would never happen. Stop killing babies. 
fear. He says about his age, he's like, he's too old. That was Mace Windu's first thing. He's like, he's too old. Wouldn't it make more sense to train someone to be less fearful than to just expect them to have the emotions of a Jedi once they- It's more to do with the fact that he's got attachments already. Fucking try somebody to be less fearful. I dare you. I mean, yeah, like, you- Is someone to be less fearful? It's kind of- you. The way <laughs> you get someone is. to be less afraid of something, I suppose, is to give them more information train on it them. and have them confront it. But uh, being fearful of losing his mother, how do you- how do you train that out of him? Well, maybe they could Kill do his something mom. to help his mom. Oh yeah, that's the see. That's the thing you could you could definitely address about Attack of the Clones. They get here. They know he's strong in the Force, but they still tell Qui Gon that he can't train him. But what's the alternative? Just send him back home and hope he doesn't harness his inherent Force powers? I mean, they're not a fucking charity. I don't think they just take in anybody. So yeah, I guess the alternative is that he has to. Leave it. it wouldn't necessarily be that he's just guaranteed to be an enormously powerful force user without training. I thought that was kind of the point, you know, before yeah, the sequels. Like he's a ticking time bomb no matter what. Well, just that uh, if they don't train him, then he's, no, he's not going to be anywhere near as powerful with the force as uh, he would be. Because mm -hmm. what he's trying to highlight is like, well, if you don't train him, he's just going to become super powerful and not have the Jedi directing him. And it's like, I don't know that he becomes super powerful without training. So we're, uh, this is on the topic that um, the plot is confusing, by the way, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. It took him 20 years to figure it out. That says more about him than it does about the movie. <laughs> and Qui-Gon just says, oh, well, I'm just going to train him anyway. Are you, you're just allowed to do that? You can just do whatever no. you want? No, he no, doesn't get to do whatever he wants. This is one of those character work. moments that you said don't exist. <laughs> oh uh... I guess you missed it. No, that's I, what he. I feel like he, when he writes his little script things, he sits there and he makes bullet points, and he's like, "Okay, here's this bullet point. Here's like a little paragraph on me talking about this," and then he records it. He finds the clips that he wants to use, which he should really spend more time finding, and then he just puts it together and how he thinks it'll make it flow instead of actually writing out like a cohesive essay it feels like it's just bullet points and then they contradict each other yeah uh him yeah, defying the council is uh quite a character moment i don't know why that's not you know incongruent with what he said before but i guess he just didn't notice Mm -hmm. If you can clear, do that, but... then why does anybody ask for permission? The boy is because dangerous. you can't just do okay, that. But why? There will be repercussions. So you said the boy's dangerous. Why? It's like, well, so they're worried that his fear of loss is going to generate tisms inside him, anger, emotional flisms, and they're very concerned that that's where dark side users uh, tend tend to go, tend to draw power from him. So, and the funny thing is, it's like this was all right. He is extremely dangerous. Hence the third movie where he uh, does some stuff. Cannot train him tisms, he will have. <laughs> Yoda fucking is very concerned about them tisms. Literally yeah, just tell us why. Somebody please tell me something. Please, sir, may Yoda, I have... Yoda did. He said fear of loss leads to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, it was he, pretty simple. He, this is an explicit, this is an explicit line from the movie. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what more do you want. <laughs> What's more? Black and white issue. Yeah, if anything, the criticism should be about how the Jedi view it all and how they uh, deal with it all, as opposed to what they think. It's very clear what they think. Some movie. Even when you look at the finer details of the movie, there's shit that just doesn't make any sense. Okay. For instance, what? why would you bring Anakin to a war zone? Excellent. Excellent point. Yes, a point? Oh my god, you an actual it. criticism of the movie. God good, forbid. Good job. It took us this long. An apprentice, oh, finally and got now to he criticism. just grabbed another one and brought him along to the war. Anakin, stay where you are. You'll be safe there. But I... Stay in that cockpit. You stay here. But Rick... No buts. Also, why would you go down to Naboo in separate ships? It's kind of a throwaway line, and it ends up not mattering in the long run, but from a logistical standpoint, it doesn't make any All sense. All logistics matter, but the hyperspace ram doesn't. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm very confused. Yeah, how the hell are you highlighting this, but you're okay with the hyperspace kamikaze? Holy shit. Especially from a logistics standpoint. Um, but... So, so they go on separate transports and meet back up on the ground. Like, uh, is he, is he questioning what's the logic there? I don't know. You guys could just go on the same ship. You're really fucking lucky they parked next to each other. What does Palpatine want to accomplish? I don't think they- yeah, they didn't park next to each other. Well, unless he means next, yeah. within a mile of each other. Yeah, exactly. In his very clip, they're parking really far away from each other. Yeah, like the plane- yeah, that's really dumb that they just assumed the ships would be close to one another. I agree. I sp like, I don't know, it's it's just like, I guess it's a small thing of why did they separate, and we're supposed to, I guess, guess at it, the best I could do is probably that, um, in case one or, I don't know, I, I, maybe I agree, I guess, that, that there's no need to separate because you need to help each other if you're caught, but if the logic is, if one of you are caught, the other one isn't, you know, I guess he wants a, a throwaway line for that specifically, uh, it's just so small that I'm not sure what to do with that with this fucking trade blockade. This is his most roundabout and complicated plot ever, and he's already known for those. He has no problem with killing the Jedi in the beginning, but he's just gonna try and convince Padme politely to accept his terms. He doesn't- Because politely? he's playing different characters in either of these. P politely? Convince her politely so while he, he threatens about... to kill her people? <laughs> is that polite? Right, so, so is he is he referring to Palpatine trying to use her for his ploy? Or is... Because he wants to kidnap her and force her under duress to sign a treaty that would lose her planet's sovereignty. Seems like a dick move. Yeah, and any decision he makes, you have to ask the question, can it lead to being voted in as Supreme Chancellor? If so, then it's following his goals. Whether or not it's in the interest of the Trade Federation, of Naboo, of himself as a senator of Naboo, of, of the Senate in general, None of that matters as long as it's leading him towards his ultimate goal, which is big badism of the universe. Doesn't have any problem trying to kill her in the later movies. I don't understand this man. Because he doesn't need her at he that point. I was gonna say he doesn't want to kill her in the first movie. It's explicit about that. In fact, it's an issue that they're shooting at them when they try and leave. Because <laughs> like you don't want to kill them. What does he even want? I always found it strange. Oh, jeez. He wants her to sign the treaty. He says this multiple times, wants, over and over. He wants a vote of no confidence in Valorum. He wants to become Supreme Chancellor. That's pretty much his goal in the first movie. 
he is the Phantom Menace because every other bad guy is really not the bad guy, it's him. Strange that Palpatine's ultimate goal is to just be president and rule everything. Not it seems president, like a really supreme chancellor. I'll let him pass on that. He's just. But what's that? Why yeah, that he's just making a reductive but, joke. But that's what he does. Like that's yeah, that's what he wants. Well, that's what I mean. I'm waiting for the criticism. Simple-minded yeah. goal for someone who's supposedly so wise and attuned to the force. A simple-minded really goal. Power is how you taking over the galaxy. <laughs> simple-minded goal. What? I need to hear that simple again. Simple-minded goal to control the Galactic Senate. And this man. What does he even want? I always found it strange that Palpatine's ultimate goal is to Restore just be president and rule everything. Right. It seems like he a really simple-minded goal for someone who's supposedly before? so power. wise. I'm, I'm beyond power. Like, he wants retarded. Simple-minded goal to rule the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. Okay. That you have to take. You have to rule over the people. Having a some kind of governmental system to do that, it would make sense for him to take over that governmental system. Wait, so, someone said like, single-minded. How you do all the things you want to do? Did you say simple-minded or single-minded? Both are wrong, by the way. But did you say single, single or single-minded? Simple or single? The Palpatine's ultimate goal is to just be president and rule everything. It seems like a really simple-minded goal. Yeah, he said simple. Simple-minded. Definitely simple. Mm. Um, so running, ruling over the entire galaxy is not ambitious is just completely uh, I don't know what minded. to say to that <laughs> so, alright ruling that, the galaxy that, I want to know what he thinks is complicated or complex ruling a small town that's probably complex Oh, no, for someone who's supposedly is... so wise and attuned to the force. That's just not... Uh, that, that just doesn't have he any follow-through. If you're wise, he why is... would you want to rule the galaxy? Like, what? I don't Do know. you feel that you can rule the galaxy with wisdom? I, that's because kind of what I'm getting at. I'm like, surely... That you desire? If anything, those two follow... I don't know, whatever. Normally, I don't really care if a villain's motivations are simplistic, especially in Star Wars. But this is a movie that's trying to be more complex than the previous films. But is oh my god, like I'm so yes, fucking maybe? lost. Like so his his original goals to become the all power of the universe in the OT that was nice and simple. But his goals in this one being to be all powerful in the galaxy are no not good enough because this film is trying to be complex. What? Stuff and things. I don't understand. I'm I'm completely lost now. I, I, got, I got I got nothing. And it's just not very good at the it. The entire good. plot of all three of these movies revolve around Palpatine's schemes, and right? his schemes yes. never make any sense. Prove it. And how? Just demonstrate how they do not make any sense. Show me something. Give me a line. Show me a scene. Convince me that what you're saying is accurate. There's also this thing with the prequels where you can sometimes take a single line and try to analyze. And I, and I think that's an issue with, we get with a lot of YouTubers. They just assume they get to a point where they just assume if I say it, it must be true. Well, yeah, he's... They, they don't have to convince people. They're just like, oh, I said it, so it must be true, right? I don't think they... Because I get that criticism all the time from people who hate my videos. It's like, you never say anything. Like, you you spend a long time to basically say nothing. I'm like, all of it is just proof. I'm just trying to get through proof so I can then say stuff like, this doesn't make sense. Instead of just saying it doesn't make sense and hoping that the people know what my arguments would have been had I had any. <sighs> Is it? 
and it just doesn't make any sense from a simple writing perspective. Oh, I tell me. This is in oh every Oh my single god, we just explained movies. to you how tell it me. made sense. But he just went on this whole diatribe about how like, none of the plot makes sense. That he's like, also, by the way, there are single lines that don't make sense. I'm like, can you please just provide any <laughs> citations at all? Just like, one example, one tiny teensy Let us work with itty, something. Any example. A communications disruption can mean only one thing invasion. No, it doesn't. You're telling me that if your communication That is get... a very like that is a very Dude, reasonable you've got thing a to think. Trade blockade surrounding your planet that no one can get in and out of and your communications have just been cut off. That is very fucking concerning. Yeah, an army is at your front door. They have arrived. You can't leave. You can't communicate with anyone. You can't ask for help. It is extremely reasonable that blockades like this, especially cutting off communications precede an invasion. That the... makes sense on every level you think about and it. there's plenty of room to say that that member of this council is possibly being t a tad hyperbolic even but i don't think he is <laughs> like, the idea that you could you could say he's the he's the worry wart of the council or something like that but even still i think there's plenty of evidence to be very fucking concerned i don't know messed up the only reason is that you're being attacked you've made a commitment to the jedi you are not easily broken not easily broken? You mean not easily maintained? The oath itself is no. So what? So what he means by not easily broken is there'd be repercussions. Yeah, you can't just break it and get away with it. There's consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm at hmm. very easily broken. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. But Obi Wan, that in. Congratulations, you've pointed out something that literally everybody does, because it's a funny fucking thing that he said. <laughs> but your other examples, the ones that you found, instead of the ones you pulled from other people saying stuff, uh, were horseshit. Just FYI. Itself is an absolute statement. George is not good at writing dialogue. Uh, you can't even be definitive about that statement from Obi-Wan, because part of the point of the prequels is the, the Jedi are hypocritical to some degree. Like, the, there's plenty of analysis about the Jedi and how they operate in the prequels, and if you wanted to interpret Obi-Wan's line as being a very direct message to the audience that the Jedi are far from perfect, then you can. Or you can say it's just terrible dialogue. You'd be like, okay. Um, but yeah. Just say it. It's true, right? I don't know. That's, that's, that's where I'm at. I, I actually appreciate the idea that um, Obi-Wan is being hypocritical without necessarily realizing it. Uh... As opposed to, wow, George didn't even realize he just wrote an absolute statement while defining what a Sith is from a Jedi. You know, that sort of thing. Sure. It would be very funny if it wasn't so sad. And I should now probably mention the one thing people say is the biggest problem with this movie. Jar Jar. Honestly, all of the other issues in this movie are actually worse than Jar Jar. Lifeless performances, bad dialogue, a convoluted plot. Why did you show Qui-Gon? I don't know, but I like that he sums this up as if he's proven all of this, when the whole fucking problem with this video so far is he doesn't have any citations, or at least the ones that he does have, in the few moments that he actually fucking has them aborked, other than the ones that he's stolen from other people who've done this work for him. He ain't shown shit. Agreed. <laughs> and an overall lack of direction are all things that I hate way more than one dumb character. And if we're being real, while he's annoying, his role in the story actually makes more sense than Anakin's. 
The worst thing about Jar Jar is that you literally cannot understand what he's saying. I watched this movie with subtitles for the first time and I only now, 20 years later, have understood what the fuck Jar Jar has been saying. Mesa day starting pity okie day with the brisky morning munchin, then BOOM! I have no fucking clue what you just said, but hell yeah, man, I'm gonna speak my truth. But despite this, they actually need Jar Jar around for most of the movie. I really hate admitting it, but he's so integral to this dumbass story that you kind of need him here more than you need the other characters. However, it doesn't make any sense That's that you- That's literally true about any most important character. Yeah, I don't even- That's how you define most important character. What an odd thing to say him into Moss Eisley with Qui-Gon and not Obi-Wan Kenobi, one of the main characters. Actually, I take that back. I can't even say he's a main character in this movie. It is truly baffling to me how small Obi-Wan's role is in this movie. I think the only reason people are moved by Qui-Gon's death is because Qui-Gon gets way more screen time. He's closest to being the main character. And just think about how much characterization Obi-Wan has in episodes two and three. In episode two and Okay, but you've gotta, like, all, all he's done right now is just make observations. It's like, Obi-Wan's not in the first one as much. It's like, right. Okay. You gotta, like, this is not, we can't work with this. You gotta, gotta give me more than that. In three, you find out that he doesn't really like flying that much. That's kind of a cute character trait. I wish he had traits in this movie. The only character with traits in this movie is, again, Jar Jar. But I thought you said no characters Qui-Gon have any traits. Qui-Gon doesn't have traits? I thought he said no character has any traits. Yeah, that except the, yeah, but except for the examples against my point, I'm correct. Oh. Well. If you don't think about it, I'm right. So yeah, while Jar Jar is really awkward and a fucking stupid addition to the movie, he's the only thing in the movie that feels real. Whenever I watch this movie and he- What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> How, How have you arrived at this conclusion? That feels real. <laughs> Qui-Gon didn't I don't like I don't even know how to respond. You just, what do you even mean by real? <laughs> Means didn't feel empty, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that's what we're classifying as real now. It's so weird. It's like he keeps he, he keeps saying, "Oh, these characters who are constantly quipping at every turn or characters that scream and flail about." are like worth more than anything. It's just if, if they can yell hard enough, they're worth more to this guy. That's what I'm noticing. He shouts this line. I seriously wake up from the coma that this movie put me in. If he wasn't in the movie, I legitimately think right. the movie would be worse. Think about it. It would just be these dry humans delivering boring dialogue. It would be so uh, he's, he's arguing that Jar Jar makes the movie better. Help me. I am a bit confused. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Got, got. Uh, let, let's make this more balanced, shall we? Let's add someone who doesn't even like the prequels to a further degree than any of us. Well, to be he fair, it's less than a three out of ten. I don't know. That's my doubt. I think he does. I didn't care too much for them either, but they're still better than the sequels. I think most people much. agree on that More easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. I must deal with something once again. BRB. 
All right. Uh, yeah, this video is terrible. Whoever liked it is wrong. <laughs> and it's, I mean, if you ever ask yourself, can I be a big YouTuber? This is proof that anyone can do it. This is proof. <laughs> Anybody can fucking do it. You don't have to make sense. You don't have to show examples. You don't have to do the work. You don't have to be correct. You can just say, just say words, just say words. There you go, man. You don't even have to sound like you care. That's right. You, yes, you, special viewer, probably have better opinions than this guy. If any of your opinion, if you can show that any of your opinions are informed by actual information or a scene from the film, you're 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 doing better than he is. It's true. How you been, Theo? Uh, not bad. Not much to do slumming around in quarantine, but yeah. Watching, <laughs> how are you? Watching you guys how are you terrible. getting by? You, you watching a lot of TV shows? You catching up on anything new game wise or uh, video games mostly? <laughs> That's all I really anything do. Anything new time. or uh, have I played anything new recently? Oh, geez, that's a depressing thought. No, well, I mean, new, I guess you could also just say new to you, like anything yeah, that you've that thought of picking up and finally did. Other than Doom Eternal, not really. I installed Hyperlight Drifter the other day and I've been meaning to get to that at some point. Mm, that's cool. Hmm. Um, shoot, I, I was going to say something. I lost it. Way to go. I'm so I'm so good at this. About talking to people. Talking. Our um. So wait. Uh, where do you live, Theo? General area. Uh, I am English and in English. England. Okay. Um. Are they are they uh opening up around there a little bit more, or are they just kind of keeping staying the course of shutdowns right now? Starting to creep open, as far as I'm aware. Though just, I'm very detached from the outside world so, <laughs> so I, I it wasn't it wasn't too big a difference no not gotcha. really gotcha gotcha yeah i was about to ask like if if there's anything that opened up recently that you just took part in lately that you couldn't before no good joke gotcha. i went to the uh anna maria oyster bar today it's one of my favorite places to eat and they finally opened up today that was great stuff. What about you, Regis? Do you get out? Did, did you have anything that you couldn't do before that you could recently? Uh, yeah, hanging out with uh, a lot of friends and stuff. We don't go out and we haven't gone out and really done anything because a lot of places are closed and some of my uh, some of my peeps are a bit more paranoid than others are about a lot of this stuff. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of people that still think if you uh, if you want to open up, you'll just kill old people. Oh, man, that's what you like. You like to kill people. Like, oh, I will say that sake. one thing that really, really annoys me that people do is people say like people make fun of people for protesting lock the lockdown. Like people are concerned that they won't have enough money to like live and do things in. I don't think there's anything that's unreasonable about people being super concerned about that. People are extremely, as they should be, skeptical of being told they have to stay in their homes and they can't go outside and they can't do things because the government tells them to. It is an extremely yeah. reasonable 
thing to be like, whoa, is this is this the kind of you know trust we need to be placing in the government? And is this the amount of power that we should allow them to have over us? It, it is oh, yeah. it, nothing unreasonable about that. And there's some people out there who are like, oh, these stupid fucking conservative redneck idiots who want to go to jobs and have a working <laughs> functional economy. Well, fucking economy's stupid. It's just for rich people to get richer. I think a lot of people imagine that the economy is just a number. It doesn't equate to something that's actually happening that's real. Mm -hmm. And they think that they could just like put it on pause and it'll just be back. We could just resume it whenever we want. It's just that easy. You're like, bitch, some of us like have need money. Some people need cash to live lives. They have to buy food. They have to pay bills. They have to pay the rent and the electricity. And they have kids yeah. to take care of. And, and so when this goes on that... for too long, like obviously they will be concerned and they will say, listen, I will risk getting the coronavirus. I will risk getting this disease that will that is less dangerous than the flu. I'm totally ready for that. Just I need money. Yeah. I need a job. Yeah. Well, did you guys exactly. see the video of the mom that let her kids play on a playground in Idaho and the police came? Yeah, up and they busted her. And they didn't even, they didn't call the dad or anyone else to come pick up her children. They just were hauling her off. And so the other moms that were around were like, what the hell are you doing? You're arresting her for letting her kids play on an empty playground. <laughs> and so like all yeah, of there these. there was a guy busted at a park and stuff too. Uh, it just, it blows my mind. I think it's one of those enter at your own risk kind of things. Like if you want to go skydiving, sign this waiver, you might die. Something might, bad might happen to you, but it's enter at your own risk. I mean, yeah. when the police are going out there and saying that protesting is not an essential activity, we've arbitrarily decided this, you are not allowed to protest against the government. Like, that is something that every single person should be super concerned about. Like, that is, that's actually fucked up. You should be concerned that the government is saying this, that police organizations are saying this. Yeah, oh, yeah. and you just... And if people want to go out there and catch coronavirus... That's one then, of the reasons why the country had a freaking revolution, because that was not allowed. That was illegal. Yeah. And you've got these government people. They're like, oh, cool. You know, this, these, uh, that First Amendment was really getting in the way of these big fat gun regulations that I really want to push. Hey, I could arrest them now. Let's might as well push that shit. Virginia, all the way. So, don't like it, don't like yeah, it at all. It's bad. And we've got some of these government types that are really exploiting this right now, starting to get scary. And whenever they want to protest against it, they just start locking them up, and a lot of people think that that's just okay. It's really frustrating to hear this sort of thing, especially when they say, oh, fuck your rights. At least you'll be safe and drawing breath. That's all that matters, right? It's like, eh, aren't you the same people the that are complaining? Was several times. They sh she shouldn't have been given the warning. Yeah. I think it's there like... shouldn't have been warnings. Like, people can't go to an empty beach and sunbathe because they'll spread coronavirus. No, Rags, have you seen the, the video of the guy uh, paddle boarding? There's no one on the beach. There's no one in the ocean. And there's like three police boats trying to flag him down and arrest him. I've mm -hmm. seen a lot of weird. I've seen some bad shit from police. And I'm a pro-police guy, but they got to be kept on a leash just like every other institution needs to be to some degree. Like government can't just be allowed to do whatever the hell they please. And I think the fact yeah. that people are panicking to this degree over coronavirus it just sets up their willingness to let their lives be dictated in this way 
And it's yeah. it's it's stupid that people who show just skepticism about this are really just they're getting insulted. They're getting like, yo, you these fucking idiots who. Oh, I think it's just you know, or concerned that they don't have money. And I the think it's control. two sides not yeah. listening to each other because the biggest concern everyone has is the overflow of hospitals. So like someone getting Corona and being like, I need a hospitalism now. And it's like, wow, you just took up a space that. So you didn't necessarily need to if you were looking after yourself better. And so when you have like a celebrity being like, it's hell being locked up. It's just like, oh, what a dingus. As opposed <laughs> to someone who's like, I'm going to lose my house if I don't continue to work and I can't go outside and everything's unlocked. You know, like there are legitimate concerns. And, and I think there's just, yeah, like I said, two sides, interesting elements to all of it. And uh, I think you're right about the whole certain things can get done in crisis that once the crisis, it's literally the prequels. <laughs> Like the... I know. It's like, well, what happens if they don't want to give it? What if, what if this, these people who got this special power now, what if they don't want to give it up once the pandemic is officially over? What if they like holding on to all that power that they've got? What if they don't give it up? What's doubly weird too is that you've got a so Trump goes out and he says, you know, I'm gonna he's he's put a lot of of the onus on the individual governors of the states, which I really like. Um, I like mm -hmm. the decentralization of power. I like the idea that um, the, you know the federal government isn't as you know strong, and a lot of it's up to the states. I like that. And a lot of people are like saying, "Oh, Trump's an idiot for doing this. He's letting individual states decide how that individual state wants to react to the virus and stuff." <laughs> and I'm like, "This is good. It's weird." Yeah, uh, this is some frustrating fucking time right here. So anyway, prequels. Hey. So anyway, back exactly. to something that definitely. Also, hi Theo. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. Did you? Uh, have you had any thoughts on this video up till now that you'd want to share before we kick on with what's in the future? Ugh. Um, if you're gonna attack the prequels again, why well, like this? Why do you have to be bad at it? These films get yeah, so why much do you credit gotta... from people being bad at criticizing. <laughs> it's like, why do you got to make Theo defend the prequels? Come on, man. I mean, it, this is the thing. Like, a I lot of people make the them. joke. There's like, oh, they're all pre, uh, <laughs> they're all Plinket clones, rejects, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, I can kind of see it. A lot of this comes across as like some of Plinket's points, but without any. Because he, the reason Plinket's videos were long is because he had references. I'm not saying he was right about everything Lots he made, but he had references. It was almost mm -hmm. like he was trying to actively convince you of something. He didn't just say it and assume that it was correct. Way down some things, but for the most part, he put in work and he tried to convince you. Because I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. Let me let me check. How long is the Phantom Menace Plinket video? Now is he trying to get to all three movies in this one part? Mm-hmm. Ah, so I feel like we've barely scratched the surface so of the Phantom Menace. That... Yeah. Okay, one of seven. Oh my. Oh, so it's. It's over an hour for a uh, Plinkett's prequel, uh, Phantom Menace one. So, yeah. Wow, how incredibly long! I know. It's a shame that mm. nobody took heed of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to sit through it, honestly. In order to fix this. Oh yeah, sorry. To to catch everybody up, we just got done with the argument that if Jar Jar wasn't in Phantom Menace, he wouldn't have liked it as much. Mm -hmm. That's 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 okay. the last that's the last argument we just got done with. So yeah, how about that? All right. This movie, you would need to reformat the entire plot. Everything is broken. Most people agree that the biggest problem here is that you can just delete this whole movie from the trilogy and it changes nothing. A lot of Star Wars viewing guides. So what I 
changes nothing is not quite the argument I would use. Uh, yeah, it's the time investment for information you're getting to the overall story is minimal. If the prequels are all to tell us how Palpatine rose to power from a simple senator of a single planet and how Anakin turned to Vader, I would argue that um, we could probably combine one and two in some way, shape, or form. Or it, I would rejig all of it. Um, I would refocus a lot of it. But the idea that we wipe out Phantom Menace and it changes nothing, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, it does yeah, have it, his mom in it. Well, I guess that, that could still be a thing. It, I agree it's certainly not very important in the grand scheme in terms of what you should watch. Like, if I was going to say, what shouldn't you watch out of one through six, it would be this one. Couldn't you theoretically just watch Return of the Jedi and be like, you know, I didn't have to watch the first two in terms of just seeing... What I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, you could theoretically start anything from uh, the further stories. If you watched one, then three, you might be like, okay, I, I don't, I'm not following. But if you just watch three, I mean, it's going to be hard because you don't know everybody, but... I just don't know, this argument's kind of weird. You can infer yeah, an awful lot of, like, relationships and stuff just from watching 3 or from watching 6, but, of course, the whole context isn't there. Yeah, and I think he's <laughs> trying to argue for the whole thing that's like, oh, the mystery of how they came up would be more enjoyable than to see the answers done poorly, I guess he's trying to argue, but it also sounds like he's trying to argue that nothing of value ever came out of the prequels at all. Like, technically. Now it's like, no, mm. that's ladder's not true. Uh, as some people have pointed out in chat, you just watch the sequel trilogy. You don't need to watch the OT. It changes nothing. In fact, the sequels will be better off if you don't <laughs> watch the OT. <laughs> yeah, because they're not breaking anything. Actually, recommend well, that you just don't watch this movie. How sad is that? This. Um. Okay. So, cosmonaut, I'm gonna tell you something. It's gonna blow your mind. So. <laughs> Some people say you shouldn't just don't watch Phantom Menace, watch Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's like, oh my god, how sad. Fuck you, Phantom Menace, lol. Do you know what people say about the sequels? Oh, it's not, don't watch why, one of them. Why, God, why? They don't say, don't watch one of them. <laughs> they say something else. <laughs> don't watch fucking any of them. They don't exist. Yeah, because which is the sadder affair, I wonder. Spin-off movies are equally useless in the grand scheme of things, but those movies are fun and a little experimental. Oh. Oh, they're fun. Oh, they're fun. We're back so to this. now they have value. So, so the reason you brought this up, right, is he's he's established fuck Phantom Menace because if you don't watch it, you, you don't even necessarily need it to follow the prequel story. Okay. So someone might have said in response, you don't need Solo to understand the OT, so I guess we shouldn't watch that. And his response to that is, but it's fun. Well, good try. You know Simple as. You know what else was fun? Terminator 3. Booby Terminator. Yeah, man, well. So I don't really mind them. They don't really hurt anybody by existing. This <laughs> they don't hurt anyone by existing. <laughs> <laughs> they hurt you in some what way. What about Han Solo? <laughs> movie really hurts my feelings by existing. It just genuinely bothers me whenever I watch it. There's no main character. The characters that are in this... That's a blanket point, and I don't even necessarily agree with it. I like that he's hes probably forgotten that's where he's stolen this from. Um, Because uh, I think Plinket at one point asks a couple of people who the main character of Phantom Menace is, uh, and they can't answer it necessarily. The complication comes from a lot of people would automatically assume Anakin, but he doesn't turn up until 
I want to say 40 minutes? I can't remember exactly. Um, but first, the problem with that conversation is, first of all, you need to establish what, what a protagonist is, what a main character is defined by, and then why we have to have one. And you have to tell us uh, by lacking a clear one in The Phantom Menace, assuming we agree with that. Uh, what what is a suffering? What what is the suffrage of it? Like what, what? How does it fall apart as a result? Is I guess what I'm trying to get to it. Ugh. Yeah, I, I will admit my head's that. melted a bit. Like all the cosmic, like his his arguments are so fucking hard to keep track of that like he's he's just casually said there's no main character and I'm like you you need to tell me what you mean by that. You need to prove it and then you need to tell me how that's a bad thing. You can't just say there's no main character. Lol. Next. He doesn't even seem to really argue. He just kind of declares things. There's yeah. no main character because you've noticed, you know. Oh, and I guess people in chat are curious. If you ask me who the main character of Phantom Menace was, I'd probably argue it was Qui Gon. Qui Gon. He's yeah. the he's the one who makes most of the decisions that guide everybody to different places, even at the at, against other influences that are telling him not to. Yeah, man. The main character of uh, Game of Thrones was uh, Tony Stark, and then when he died, nobody watched anymore. Tony Stark. According to Glib, apparently Ned, Lucas, Lucas said it was me, Padme. Fuck me, I meant Ned, sorry. Oh, okay. Ned, Ned Stark. Don't kill me. Is Tony Stark. <laughs> I prefer that one. <laughs> Tony Stark man. being beheaded. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. So the, the main man. thing I was trying to get out there, though, is that uh, Plinkett has reasoning for what he says. I can't remember what it is. I'd have to rewatch it. But all he's done is almost steal the point and use it superficially. Uh, it's a shame that this is where we're at, you know? Like, influential critics like Plinkett generate Plinkett, Plinkett clones that are just not even anywhere close to... to uh, how do I even put this without sounding super fanboyish? Being influential in film criticism on YouTube. That's a, that's probably a pretty level-headed way of putting it. Whether or not people like Plinkett, they probably agree he's influential. It's a pretty sneaky tactic as well, because you hear that and you go, Oh yeah, I've heard someone say that, and whatever reasoning they may have had for it, so this person probably has that reasoning as well. They're just not stating it because it's already been said. Yeah, and I think that there's a discussion to be had, but nope, never mind. It just Shame genuinely bothers me whenever I watch it. There's no main character. The characters that are in this movie don't have any traits or personalities, and if you try to break this movie... He's... Oh, God. Didn't he say this earlier? He did, and he didn't prove it, and then he went on to say later that he likes Jar Jar Binks because he has traits, and then he re repeated now that there are no characters with no traits. It's just like, Jesus Christ, man. How are we, like, approaching halfway when we haven't even gotten to the second film yet? ...be into a beginning, middle, and end, you would have trouble finding out where each part begins. Nothing in this movie no, works at all. You really wouldn't. No, them escaping Tatooine, or them escaping Naboo is the first act. And then when they return to, I would say, uh, after the Senate hearings, that's the end of the second act, and then the third act. Did he did he say there's no clear acts? Because Jesus, I I didn't even know that no was someone. Well, like clear, like yeah. How do you? What? And so that's <laughs> my point about. I don't know. I think it's actually kind of clear. I mean, I, I, I think it's clear. clear. Yeah, I, that seems pretty reasonable to me. This one is a really big disappointment, and if I was an adult when I watched this movie, I don't think I would even like Star Wars anymore. And the worst part- Oh, like what the sequels did? <laughs> the sequels. Uh, oh, ironic. I love them sequels. Part is, we still have two more movies to go. Three okay. out of ten, I hope it doesn't get any worse yeah. than this. Well, that's it his doesn't. analysis of Phantom Menace, everyone.
yeah, that was really garbage. I can't believe that this person's like a film critic person. I wanted to just just gonna go ahead and remind you guys. Just gonna put it out there. Best video he's ever made. This is really? the best video he's ever made. Probably because it was really easy to make because he didn't do any work. I feel like he really didn't. It, I felt like this was just a rehash of the Plinket review. With but but really not even, though. He only mentioned a couple of the points from there, but he just didn't substantiate them. But I don't even think he cited... You know what would have been better is if he just said, here's my opinion of the prequels, go watch the Plinket video. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> That's something, I guess. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Star Wars Episode 2 is basically as bad as The Phantom Menace. I tried pretty hard like to figure that. out which one of these movies is worse, and I'm having a really hard time figuring that out right okay. now. But I think if you held a gun up to my head and made me answer, I'd probably say that this one is marginally better. The Phantom Menace is bad because it's boring, and it doesn't really feel like a real movie, but technically- Oh, not the reasons, because you thought it was boring. Oh, Jesus, okay. he still... I, I wasn't bored, so what now? He still thinks that these are, like, we do this a lot with EFAP, but I hate it. We've covered this so many times. Someone, you know, someone says uh, they work it out all with ma mathematically what a particular thing is. They show the end, and then later on, like an hour later, they reference that that ending conclusion in relation to something else. And it's like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. That's great. With with these videos, they don't substantiate criticism. They just say this thing is boring. This is why, and then they show like one thing that's not even supporting it. And then later on, they'll be like, now that we've proven it's boring, I can just reference how it's definitively boring regularly. I was just like, no, you never proved it. You never proved it. Stop saying it. You never proved it. Easy, Did he ever easy, do anything, easy. anything close to qualifying what he means by doesn't feel like a real movie? No. Because people I used that don't. Expression nope. from time Earlier time, he said, but I try to qualify. Not. Earlier he said none of the characters act like real people, or he doesn't believe any of them are real, I think. Yeah, I would say about 20% of his analysis on, you know, his points were backed up by any actual examples, and a lot that of them much? are pl Plinkett-based examples. Yeah, 20%. Plinkett-based examples, 20%. That's the thing, though. Each of his examples was already made by Plinkett, which is why I keep saying, oh, nice Plinkett review. Yeah. All right, well, as somebody who has never seen Plinkett reviews, or I don't even know who that is, uh, it just seems like... really? Yeah. It's okay. Wow. It's okay. She's not Jay. It's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's not it was like, oh, this is offensive. I just figured, like... <laughs> offensive. I don't know. Start, like, when it comes to the Star Wars fans, I figure they know exactly about the, uh, the, the Plinkett reviews, and they're, like, actually sick and tired of hearing them referenced. <laughs> uh, I keep hearing them referenced. Uh, I know it has something to do with Red Letter Media, and every time I've attempted to watch their videos, I'm just bored out of my but well, I, I love their videos. They're like my, my, one of my favorite YouTubers, YouTube groups. But, but this thing, board is fine. It's totally fine. We're not okay. high top where we tell you you're wrong for that. We're not Cosmo where we go, well, you found it bored. That, that means it's a bad channel. You know, like the boring is such the peak of our subjective feelings. Tisms. Like, I, I just, I'm just sitting here like, oh my god. Like it. It's just, I, I've heard that they're a lot different now than they were when they were, you know, an up and coming channel. I feel like you can yeah. use boring, you just have to qualify it very carefully. But that's the it interesting part. My attention. Yeah, most people don't care people about... People are actually there for. Yeah, like, <laughs> most people don't care if you found something boring or not. They're curious what you got bored by, and you can probably explain it, like, uh, you can explain something... funny, and I don't... They do not captivate yeah, no, my I can I can imagine a lot of reasons why you, someone might find RLM boring. That's totally fine. Same for Phantom Menace, by the way. You can actually, you can actually qualify this. 
you can be like, scenes run on too long for me without, uh, you know, high-paced action in them, and, and I don't, I'm not invested in these characters, or uh, I don't understand the conflict, and so I'm bored by it because I don't know what's at stake. These are things that are just like, oh, okay, but unfortunately, a lot of the answers to these things are just going to be like, well... I mean, it seems like you may may have misunderstood some stuff then. Or, you know, you can actually break down scenes and be like, there's action here, 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 here. It's actually well-paced or something like that. By some weird metric. But just like it's boring, it's just like... <laughs> okay. Which, by the way, is not criticism of you describing RLM as boring. That's totally fine. Oh, no, it's fine. I know, you know a lot of people like them. I, I just don't spend a lot of time... Or before I did the YouTubes, I didn't spend any YouTubes unless the thing was broken. Mm -hmm. I needed to figure out how... If you were to make a video called Every YouTube Reviewer Reviewed Part 2 Mr. Plinkett and all you said was he was boring, then yeah, I would be critical of you. Oh, no, I would actually... <laughs> and your thumbnail says why he sucks. <laughs> I feel like... Hmm. Well, no, I don't make videos on other YouTubers, but... No, I know. It's, it's, it's all about uh, contextualizing. Like, it's just... The point I'm actually overall trying to make is this video sucks. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that came through. I think it did. Uh, the, the point I was trying to make as somebody that hasn't seen the Plinkett reviews or knows who Plinkett is, uh, just watching this, it just seems like he has a lot of jumbled thoughts, and then trying to put it together doesn't make a lot of sense. And then he never clarifies the points that he's trying to make, and he completely he he says one thing. Like, the whole thing, oh, none of these characters have any depth. And then, oh, but I like Jar Jar. He he was fleshed out. He made sense. But two minutes ago, he said, oh, no one in this story is fleshed out. It's like, do you not watch your video all the way through before you post it? And wouldn't you, anyone, like, you mean? all of us were able to video. catch that. Wouldn't you notice, oh, I, I contradicted myself. Wouldn't you go back and edit that before you made this video live? I don't know. To give him the most benefit of the doubt possible, I think maybe he was thinking people wouldn't take, like, they would consider that hyperbole in perhaps the way he meant it to be, but uh, that's very generous. Wait, what was hyperbole, sorry? Like, him saying nobody has any character traits, like... Um, I don't know, he said it like three times. <laughs> It's just, it's awkward, and, I don't know, mm. yeah. Once you figure out the story, it is sort of comprehensible. Then you compare this to Attack of the Clones, where structurally it feels like more of a real movie. The characters have traits, there's a few cute interactions, but nothing the characters do make any sense, and the story is... Nothing they do make Why any he... sense. Hold on a second. Why did he flash up the word make? He, oh, he, up he put up makes. Because he said yeah. make. He said nothing they do make any sense. He sounds like a caveman. But if you put makes, it makes okay, more but... sense. Okay, but... Okay. <laughs> it no makes he sense. He popped it up in unfiltered text, and then none of the other words did it, and he wasn't labeling his look, wording. Look, before. he made a mistake know, when know. recording. He couldn't be asked to re-record that one line, so instead he threw a subtitle it on... Difficult. Look, it's it's fine. It's fucking it's fine. Uh, well, no, I thought he said. I I thought I heard him say "make" and also use the word "make" on screen. I don't know. I might have misheard. My bad. You're a bad person.
is absolute yeah, nonsense. But for what it's worth, this movie is way more entertaining to watch because it is just a hot mess. It's probably the worst. Your argumentation is fucking flooring me. It's probably better than The Phantom Menace, but it's uh, also but it's more entertaining mess, so because it's it more boring. nonsense. You're like, uh, uh, okay. yeah. All right, okay. Plot so this in is the entire Star Wars. Right. I'm really hoping he makes some points right. we can actually respond to instead of just random observations in a broad sense that usually appeal to emotion. Saga. To the point where I could spend this whole review just explaining the story and you would fully understand what I mean. How about you try that? <laughs> just out of curiosity. <laughs> I want to see how that would go. Give it yeah. a shot. Let's see how it goes. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So the movie starts off and tells us this. There is unrest in the Galactic Senate. Several thousand solar systems have declared their intentions to leave the Republic. Okay. He did it again. Why uh, is it That's interesting. This is a setup for a potential oh civil my. war. I don't know why. I don't know why this is considered boring. The Republic nope, is splintering. No, I made splintering. a groaning sound. Nope, he made a groaning sound. Shut up. The Galactic Republic is splintering. This is incredibly serious. We're, we're on the edge of a galactic civil war. Like, why is that boring? <laughs> Okay, but joking aside, this is supposed to be the main driving force for the plot. These separatists don't want to be part of the Republic, but why not? Well, I hope you are prepared to die with that question in your mind because this movie is not interested in telling us. The Senate, um, because the Senate is, we, we learned last, uh, last movie that the Senate really doesn't do a good job at making things work. Yeah, the... the... Even Queen Amidala says that she's lost faith in the Senate's ability to function. The Senate's bloated and sprawling, so people don't want, they don't want it anymore. So if the government go. doesn't work, yeah, people would want to leave that governing body. So, this is kind of how I this think I would do it with him. I'd be like, what, what does it mean that they're leaving the Republic? And then he'd be like, what do you mean? And I'm like, so, would you say it's, it's concluded from that statement alone that they don't believe in the Republic? Like, yes. He'd be like, alright. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that we need the details on uh, what parts of the Republic they don't like and do like, or what uh, uh, policies they think are restrictive, or how much they don't think the, Re the Republic gets problems solved fast enough. Or what someone else is offering as a union versus the Republic. I don't know that uh, it wouldn't be made better with some of this, perhaps, um, but I don't know that we need it. Planets separating from the Republic? I, I feel like that's probably, uh, considering there's thousands, I think there's thousands in the Republic, I can't remember, um, I feel like there's a good chance that they probably have people seceding from the Republic and joining it semi-regularly. But the idea that you have, like, a, many of them doing it at once is very concerning, because if you split the Republic in half, uh, then we start to wonder who's in control of the, most of the space, you know, and that's what's going to cause war. So yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, do we need to know why the Techno Union uh, left the Republic, but also why the Trade Federation specifically did, but also why the what are the other factions? Remember? We need to know all of the thousands. <laughs> this, of this, this is what I mean. I'm like, I don't even know why I want this information. I don't know that I need it. Maybe go read one of the books all or right. something. Alright, so the rest of the crawl tells us that the Jedi are overwhelmed by the Separatists. But overwhelmed how? The Separatists aren't hurting anybody. There aren't any battle droid attacks at this point. The first thing the Jedi say in so this So there movie... wasn't a war last time, and Jedi had to be sent to do missions. 
So the idea is the Jedi are sent to solve disputes. I think that's actually in the opening crawl, the first one, right? And well, if we you've saw got it in, the first in the first episode, well, yeah, we literally saw it. Uh, but I was going to say, so the if we've got, is it safe to say thousands of planets leaving? Is that in the title crawl? I can't remember. Well, yeah, if there's thousands of solar systems, there's at least one. Oh, sorry, each. that's what I mean. Basically, thousands of systems. What I'm trying to highlight is that that would mean you get one thing to settle per system, right? Theoretically, how many Jedi are there? <laughs> like, I don't think that they can settle all of this. I don't. The problem is with the te Trade Federation fucking up, uh, fucking with Naboo. Like, okay, send some Jedi to solve it. Hopefully, we can get that done, and the Republic can operate as per usual. And if you go, okay, we've got another five examples of this happening right now across five different planets. Like, oh shit, send Mace Windu, send, send Guy who is weird looking, send Big Head Man, send... And eventually you'll be like, we've got no one to send. We're overwhelmed with trying to settle disputes, and everybody's on the cusp of war. At least that's the impression I got from Attack of the Clones. And then the Senate goes to you, but what about the other thousand disputes? Yeah, and it's like, fucking themselves. the Jedi can't do this. We, 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 we're, there's just not enough numbers. Well, it's also not all Jedi are the best diplomats. You know, some are there to leave, yeah. some are there on the well, some so, of them Some of them don't even want to do that, probably. Go do that, you know? Kind of makes me wonder why this is being left up to the Jedi, but... Yeah, that's apparently... Kind of okay to accept that. They must have been pretty good at it to have yeah. given the Senate a level of trust to that degree, I guess. I don't know. Completely supplanted any, like formal diplomacy on behalf of the Senate itself, rather Are than that. Are we the... just the movie logic, or can we bring you elements as well? We gotta, we gotta stick with the movies if he's gonna stick with the movies. Yeah, extra stuff is, uh... Don't he count. used the book reference one. Well, but that was... This is what I mean, he's so fucking confusing, because he brought that up while saying you shouldn't be using bonus stuff, so it's just like, okay. In this video specifically, he's not referenced anything outside of the movie, so we'll just go with that. Well, if he references EU, then I'm gonna pull that. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't have to stoop to his level. <laughs> it's not stooping to his level if he's gonna yeah. use that, you know, to... He's a big stooper. Well, <laughs> I want no stoopage. Validate his points, I'll, you know, use the same EU logic to... I don't know. Could do it is that Dooku and the Separatists aren't violent and they just have different political leanings. So why are the Jedi overwhelmed? So, I guess I'll, I'll be the one to do it. You can be overwhelmed in, uh, in an office job, despite there no, not being war. No, we yeah. needed to see all of those Jedi with sweaty robes, panting, <laughs> tired, like, oh, I can't believe it. Oh my goodness, I can't. I was so oh, overwhelmed at work today, they're oh. like, oh my god, you nearly died? It's like, no. But. <laughs> and there's a droid waiting for them with just stacks upon stacks of paperwork. Here's the paperwork from the such and such system leaving. Gotta, you know. You know, like how you come home from your job and your, your, your family's there and you're like, oh. Man, guys, I was absolutely overwhelmed at work today. It was crazy. It was a madhouse in there. And oh. They're like, yeah, but you, you look fine now. You, you don't seem to be in a hurry now. I've just, uh, <laughs> I've just, something's been highlighted. Uh, he wants to know the ins and outs of why different systems are leaving the Republic while simultaneously advocating that simpler Star Wars is better. And he said it, be, he'd say it would be boring if we knew. 
Yeah, so he's again, scored by two sentences in the title crawl. I was gonna say he seems like got a bit of uh, what is it? Well, I guess that'll be ADHD, right? Attention deficit disorder, ADD. Yeah, yeah it I'm, seems to I'm me starting like... to see why he favors the sequels now. Yeah, those seems films. To me like he just didn't fucking especially link. Especially Rise of Skywalker, man. That film will satisfy the shit out of somebody cool. who's just like, I yeah, need action. Boom, 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 no boom. Screaming, there. yelling, look how much they're yelling! Like, they fly now! Saying, like, should there have been, I think, is he saying there should have been more in The Phantom Menace of, like, just scenes of people in the Senate saying, Senate bad? Is, um, yeah, like, that, something adjacent but also to less of wants? that, because it's really boring. But also okay. characters explaining how they feel to us more. All right, nice. Why do we need to create an army? What do you mean by civil unrest? Well, I hope Why you are do we need to create an army? Let me tell you about okay. this little set of droids <laughs> that are getting horrible considering. <laughs> you know what Naboo didn't have? <laughs> it didn't have an army. You literally got invaded in the last episode. I don't know what else... What I, why do you need an army? Thousands of systems want to leave. I like that he says, what do you mean by civil unrest? Army. At this point, I'm like, um, so, okay, what are you looking for? Like, we need to know how they are disagreeing with each other in a civil way, possibly to do with policy. Again, I'm like, why is this not enough for you? It's just like, does he not study history at all? Like, when... <laughs> Just go study the American Civil War and everything that led up to that. You don't think that was stressful for all the people that were involved before the war even started? It's like when war is building up and shit's going down. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. It doesn't take much. Yeah. I just. I just feel like he's being very. Uh. Very mean to the prequels right now. It's like, what does that mean? I hate him. What does that mean? What does that? It's like chill out. <laughs> A lot of these things you wouldn't want the answers to because you think it's boring. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars entirely is completely stupid, so who cares? Prepared to die with these questions in your head well, because he this movie has no interest in telling you why any of these things are happening. But whatever, that shit doesn't matter. We just need Padme in the city so she can get blown up. So in this movie, Pal- What? That was, seemed like a non-secretary. No. She's a she senator. Why would she not be where the Senate is? I'm so confused by what Do, is confusing to am you. Am I going to have to, like, I, check the script? She says, doesn't she, in that scene, why she's back. Yeah, it does. does it, doesn't it say in the opening freaking crawl? She's been asked to come back to try and, like, help with the shit in the Senate? Right? Is that it? Yeah, let me, let me check the title crawl. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's one of the last paragraphs, oh. is that... Padme is now a senator, and she's on her way back. Or to she's back for a vote. Senator. Oh yeah, she's Adalo, back for the, the fucking vote about the Avengers. army. She's back for the army vote. Yeah, it's returning um, to the galactic. How Senate is that not like creating an army of the Republic to assist she, the overwhelmed Jedi? She's one of the biggest proponents against the formation of the army for the Senate, right? That's like her position. Yep. 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 How yep. is that like? He's saying yeah, it like she it's would arbitrary. Vote it. That's the whole thing. She would have voted against it. Palpatine manipulates Jar Jar into voting for it. Yeah, and he gets her out of the city by trying to get her killed and forcing her to go back to Naboo where it's safe. 
And he also gets to put Anakin next to it, which part of his goal. Like, this is what I mean. Like, Palpatine's a smart dude. <laughs> he knows what's up. He's, he, he's, yeah, he's not an idiot. He has a plan. He does the plan. This overarching idea of what he's doing, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. These are not the problems with the prequels. Exactly. The prequels have a million exactly. problems. It ain't this. Prepared to die with these questions in your head because this movie has no interest in telling you why any of these things are happening. But Literally whatever, that shit doesn't matter. We just need Pat understand why. Literally, he says he says it doesn't matter if you don't understand it. We just needed to be blown up in the opening, and I'm like, wow. So first of all, if you did understand what was happening, you'd know exactly why she was blown up and why she's here. Like, you, you simultaneously advocate that there's nothing in terms of like details or explanations for anything, and then you're like, she just blows up for some reason. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I however be blown up for whatever reason. If only I would have read the title crawl, maybe there was information. Why am I a prequel Rex, defender? The title crawl doesn't matter. Didn't you hear the groan? It's boring. Uh, title crawl. It had politics yeah. in it. Boo! Politics stinky boo! Politics, politics boo! Boring. Boredom stinky. I want reasons, but the reasons are boring. <laughs> They're not even that. Give me more Jar Jar. Jar Jar was silly. He he had <laughs> he spoke like <laughs> Jamaican. Jamaicans are he funny. was silly. He Is made things real. What the city I actually so like, aside from Jar Jar, what what does he like? What what is a movie that he thinks is close to anything? Mm. I think uh, that's the thing. With his argumentation, I have no idea what he was. I was gonna like say it could be anything. He he probably likes all kinds of random things. He thinks that these are so phenomenally bad, but the sequels are good. Like, what is his standard? Like, what? That seems so impossible. Yeah. How can you walk away with the sequels being good and the prequels being bad? <laughs> because the don't you remember <laughs> when you paying attention? He says if a film makes him feel empty, it's bad. If it doesn't, it's good. Idiot. <laughs> I see. Right. God, it's, like, it's that easy. Follow huh? the cinematic yeah, universe that is Cosmo Variety Hour. You guys out of jobs. It's that simple. <laughs> she can get yeah, blown well, it's up. It's easy. So, this is easy shit, man. In this movie, Palpatine is trying to kill Padme, but why? Well, oh Jesus Christ! She <laughs> wants to vote against. Okay, so Padme wants to vote wants against to the thing him. that he wants. Right, Jar Jar. He can manipulate. She needs Pad. Padme would vote against him. Padme doesn't want the thing that he wants. He needs her gone. This is really simple. Padme served her purpose. She got him on the to be the chancellor. Yep. Now she's going against him. She's also very popular and she's very vocal. And a lot of people listen to her and respect her. And she is undermining everything that he is trying to accomplish. Let's... So he needs her out of the picture, <laughs> and once once they get her to Naboo, the assassination attempt stops. He knows exactly where she is. He doesn't send assassins there because he's like, all right, she's not here. It's fine, you know. I'm just waiting for like, why do characters wear clothes? Why did do, why does gravity exist in this world? You're like, eh, well, why do right, characters so wear clothes? <laughs> <laughs> this so, be, I'm just about this point, like, come on, we keep having to explain everything. <laughs> All right, so here's my question, right? Um, if Palpatine needed to have Padme and her relationship with Anakin continue so that he could get Anakin to the dark side, would it not make sense for her to keep Padme alive? Well, I mean, 
if if the goal for him is to prevent her from blocking his intentions to start up the army, her being dead or her being away are both perfectly uh, good goals. Like th those two work out perfectly well. So uh, but he, he needs her to be alive to manipulate Anakin. Well, I'm I'm well, suggesting he... that that's a bonus. Uh, if yeah, she doesn't yeah. get killed. I think that's the secondary. Well, she would have never gotten killed because he knows every plan, every step of the way. He knew she wasn't going to be the one that was on the main ship. He knew she was gonna that was gonna be a decoy because he's the Chancellor and he's from Naboo. He I don't know, would know, I don't know that, about that. He had it specifically at, huh? I don't know about that, because the the implication there then is that he didn't know that Zam was gonna be able to kill her or not, when Zam could have done all kinds of things to kill her. In fact, they come close to killing her with the, the bugs. Like, and Anakin and Obi-Wan would protect Yeah, the bug her. thing was the big it's, thing. I, would, I, I don't know that Palpatine knew for a fact that she was never going to be killed by those assassins. I think he was gambling on the to test Anakin's strength and to see if Anakin would be able to sense that kind of threat to Padme. I would just say he's opportunistic and he just uh, he banked on being like, not only can I get rid of her, but I can push her and Anakin together. A lot of what he does in the prequels is capitalizing on just opportunities. Yeah, primary because like if you remember, he's like, we'll watch your career with great interest. I think that his primary goal was power, secondary goal certainly was Anakin. Because uh, we, we would all agree, right? Palpatine's out for himself first. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. It's because Padme is here to vote against creating a military force for the Republic. And mm -hmm. I guess Palpatine doesn't really want that because he has his own army and he wants to control it. But the assassination attempts just stop about a third of the way through the movie. So wait, she, she's hiding on Naboo, she, then okay. she moves to Tatooine without the. How would the assassins know? It's it's, a, it's literally what Anakin wants to do. Like, what do you mean he's stop? Do out here? <laughs> also, there would be no reason to kill her anymore because she can't even vote. Yeah. I, oh, she's still alive, I guess. But okay, she's over here, and she's been replaced by a complete dolt on the Senate. So. Still well, there's no, no yeah that's what i mean in fact okay. it makes more sense to keep her alive at this point surely also did he just answer his own question did he mm -hmm. I don't know. he's like uh palpatine wants to kill her why and then he gives a reason for why and oh like, oh so you do know the answer let's let's roll it back actually. congrats well it's because padme is oh yeah he did just answer why did he answer yeah, yeah. that's Okay. ...is here to vote against creating a military force for the Republic. And I guess Palpatine doesn't really want that because he has his own army and he wants to control it. But the assassination attempts just stop about a third of the way through the movie. As soon as she's Wait, not that, in the that, Senate, she's no longer a threat. That argument he just made did not happen yet. That's not until the end of the movie. Oh. That's a problem. Does he Palpatine already had an army? That's at the very end. Well... With the clones. I we guess he's referring to the he fact that the clones are being... He, they exist at that mm -hmm. point. You could argue that he's just... I'm willing to accept that he's just poorly said what he wanted to say, which was that Palpatine wants to officialize the clones as a Senate's army. Which, yeah, the, obviously. But um, I just, I still think it's funny that there's just so many ways you can actually argue that Palpatine wouldn't definitively want her dead while she's at Naboo. There's just no... She's got a representative that he's going to manipulate. There's no reason to kill her anymore. He doesn't have anything to gain from it anymore, so why bother? I guess it's so that Anakin and her can hang out more. But then he still has Padme thrown yeah. into an arena to be eaten by Pokemon. Well, I mean, Anakin, her, and Obi-Wan are all in there. 
fact, all of the Jedi are about to be fucking exterminated by Count Dooku if not for the, the clones to arrive. Which is probably part He's of what. Has no saying in any of that. He's not there. I was going to say, he's scenario, not even... All the Jedi are gone. Worst case scenario. Anakin's around to corrupt. Yeah. This is just a win-win. <laughs> and also, he can use the war to further his desire for more power. This is the thing time. about Palpatine. A lot of what he does, you could describe the prequels as win-wins. There's a lot of scenarios yeah. he sets up where as long as, well, whatever happens, he'll be able to come out on top. Well, because if she Star dies, in makes him out, he knows Anakin is going to lose his shit. You know? He gets Anakin. If she doesn't die in the arena, then, well, that's be. But it's like it's a win for him on the dark side, not as Palpatine, but as Sidious. Also, I don't so, know. I don't know how relevant this is because of holograms and stuff. But uh, Dooku's definitely aiming to kill Padme to please the Trade Federation. I don't even know that Palpatine's involved in that. I mean, he tries to get Obi Wan to join. He says, "By the way, there's a Sith yeah. controlling the Senate, yo." Mm -hmm. Good old Dooku. Mm -hmm. So, you what's the plan? Been, when he I says Qui-Gon would have seen reason, Qui-Gon might have really entertained the idea. Qui-Gon uh, is. I would fucking kill to have a scene with Liam Neeson and Christopher Lee arguing about whether or not the Galactic Republic is corrupt and should be left. That would be fucking interesting, wouldn't it? Nerd. But yes, it would I be mean, very interesting. That would have been boring. Yeah, boring. <laughs> then we'll see. Give me something consistent. Do you want her dead or not? Oh, don't worry, bro. You didn't pay uh, attention. Oh, well, <laughs> he said it's inconsistent. We're done. Bro, it's all a part of Palpatine's plan. Can I just say that I fucking hate this way of writing? Oh, let's make it so our villain can predict the future. So then when... No. No. <laughs> Why does he need to be able to predict the future? That's revenge Could he the predict the future? What about this requires... Like, that kind of foresight? It's very basic. It's pretty much what we just established. He creates scenarios, <laughs> or he, he, he pushes people into scenarios where whatever happens as a result, he can capitalize. His ultimate goal... Do you remember fucking... Previously, he described his ultimate goal of taking over the galaxy as simple-minded. <laughs> it's like, okay. Thinking too small. But now he's like, he's fucking... He's so smart about all of this, he must be able to see into the future. It's like, yeah, what a simple-minded ability. I don't know, man. Like, so lame. Anything happens that contradicts information we're given, we can just say, oh, oh You haven't highlighted a contradiction yet, so yeah. you can't make that claim. Unsubstantiated. But, yeah, just because something Boo. changes doesn't mean it, it's contradictory. To attack the Fucking Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon's lightsaber isn't uh, always active, and sometimes it is. It's a contradiction. Sometimes characters are angry, and sometimes they're not. Contradiction. Characters reacting to the situations around them, if that reaction isn't Consistent. always the same thing, then it's a contradiction. Yep. Kind of weird how on one scene they're on Naboo, then on the next they're on Tatooine. Yeah, contradiction. There's a lot of contradictions, actually, when you think about it. Yeah. We could all be really successful YouTubers now. Yay, it's mm. easy. We did it. It's fine, he knew it was gonna happen, see? Oh, he killed the Jedi and took over the galaxy. Oh my god, the voice he's using doesn't have vocal fry. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Could you keep doing that, please? Listen to it again. Look. 
Arkansas villain can predict the future. So then when anything happens that contradicts information we're given, we can just say, oh, it's fine. He knew it was going to happen. See? Oh, he killed the Jedi and took over the galaxy. All according to plan. I love it. Use that voice. <laughs> it's a bit goofy, but you that more. It's literally better than the voice you've been using. Yeah. Please use this. Please use this new voice. And could you tell Joseph Anderson to do the same? That'd be sweet. No, Joseph Anderson just needs to be electrocuted while he's doing it just to <laughs> wake him up. Joseph Anderson needs to that. smile. Just once. <laughs> he just needs to smile and care a little. Just once, you know? <laughs> but if you line it up piece by piece, it's the biggest fucking joke in the whole series. So it should be pretty easy to prove, right? right. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Do you remember what he said? He's gonna. It would be so funny if he just laid out the plot because it's so bad. He yeah. like highlighted at one point Padme clearly tries uh, is is almost assassinated, and then she isn't at another point, and then she is at another point. Film's broken. <laughs> it's like okay. <sighs> this is Primary me. goals and secondary goals, and they're not real. Here is Palpatine's entire timeline. Okay. First, he supports the Trade Federation so he can control space trade. However, the Jedi shut down the Federation, so he starts a new organization of planets that don't like the Republic. At the same time, he's... I feel like we... I don't know if he needed to start that. I feel he's just using a naturally occurring Trade Federation. I feel like he skipped over the actual point of Phantom Menace, not that he was using the Trade Federation to control trade and then he couldn't, so he decided to make Separatists. Like, that's not at all what I think happened in Phantom Menace. I can use this dispute to show how fucked the Senate is. Yeah, the the goal in Phantom Menace, it doesn't fucking nothing matters about the Trade Federation. They don't they're not fucking relevant. The whole point is using anything he can to get a vote of no confidence and to shove himself into the Chancellor role. The idea that Cosmonaut would walk up to Palpatine at the end of Phantom Menace and be like, ha, you lost the Trade Federation. Palpatine would be like, uh, Yeah, what? good. <laughs> like, what? He didn't lose the like, guys. Oh they're still, oh. still functioning. Yeah, well, I was gonna say this film establishes that they're still in power, um, despite everything, which I think is something that they could possibly have added a few more throwaway lines to. Is a commercial business. That's that's a, and it's just run by the. I I don't think he understands that. And even even in this movie, they make a comment about how Newt Gunray is still the leader. Yeah. After, after what happened on Naboo. Did he Which, miss that part? Of that's what I mean. Like, even his own assessment of events, the Trade Federation is still in power and still exists. So, what do you mean? And Palpatine is still influential over them, clearly. He's uh... building a secret army. So now he has two armies an army of clones and an army of robots. Oh, but Padme is going to make things difficult, so he has to kill her. But he messes up and doesn't kill her. But that's okay. He actually wants Anakin to get close to her and fall in love. We've already been over this, but if you keep yeah. just assessing everything in this weird view, then yeah, I guess things look stupider than they actually are. And how can you not do this to the sequels, by the way? The sequels can't make sense. Their plotlines are insane. Yeah. The sequels are nonsense. It's just fascinating to me. It's like they didn't... It, it looks like a bunch... It really does play out like a bunch of movies where they legit didn't have a plan. And we know mm -hmm. they didn't have a plan. But the movies are, it's obvious that they didn't have a plan. You Why does it feel the lack of plan in each film's successive <laughs> Why does the protagonist, Rey Skywalker, do anything in the sequel trilogy? Why does she ever commit to doing anything? It's like, because it's the right thing to do by gum. Mm -hmm. Very compelling. Yep. <laughs>
but then he tries to have her killed anyway right after that. You said this already. You've repeated yourself wrongly. Like, what? You're not adding anything to your video. They accuse me of repeating myself all fuck time. They do it more than I do it. <laughs> really lucky that none of these Pokemon ate her, because then Anakin would just be a good guy. Oh, yes. Anakin would still be a good guy after slaughtering all of the children in this movie. The fuck? Yeah, he'd be great. <laughs> He'd be in a, a great cool state of mind after that. There's no way Palpatine could, you know, start to get close to him after that and, you know, work with that in any way. That's impossible. You no, know, Anakin, what you did wasn't wrong from a certain point of view. <laughs> yeah, you just move that <laughs> Those scene children were really cunts. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tusken Raiders really are a rather nasty bunch. They're really not people. They're really not people forever and your plan wouldn't work so anyway it doesn't matter padme doesn't matter he unveils both armies at the same time and he makes them fight each other secretly and over the next few years he orchestrates makes them fight each other secretly i think that he means that palpatine was the oh, secret right part He's, of that not that they were orchestrating fighting, like... it secretly okay yeah it's an entire war between two armies that he secretly funded so that people will democratically vote for him to be king of space so that he can end the war that he started with his two Yes, the war is a means to an end. That's understand. the whole point. He's highlighting this like it all makes no sense. And I'm like, what are you missing? Like... Emergency powers in wartime. Yeah, this, this that's why that it's like... It's a very, very real thing. It has enormous precedent. Armies. And then as King of Space, he kills all the Jedi and gets rid of both armies. And then he rules for like yes, 20 years him and then King Anakin of Space. throws him in a hole and he dies. Idiots. He's gonna stop him then. <laughs> I don't understand where the problem is. He's... it's like... It... He gets to be the King of Space! Paramilitary <laughs> peacekeepers are gone. Army 1 is gone. Army 2 is completely subservient to him. Now what? I think he's the King of Space. Yeah, it seems like it all fucking was a great idea. There are so many holes in that plan. You what? Three. Right. Name three. Name three. Name three. Name three. <laughs> I don't even have time to break it all down. Oh, you just. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have time. Man. Yeah, I would like, rather. He doesn't have time. What's stopping him from having time. that kind of time? I would rather repeat over and over again that it has problems instead of telling you what those problems are. Like, okay. <laughs> like, what was the point of this? Upload. A very long time, my friend. This is part two of his every Star Wars movie reviewed. You have enough time to review every Star Wars movie, but, but not, not explain the, the glaring supposed plot holes of this aspect of episode two? What this is more important than this? There's no fucking time, yeah. lads. There's no fucking time. Why not? There's, there's no like, time when this is the critique equivalent of a hamster running in a wheel. <laughs> it's like, why it's like not if, just make each one apart? You can, this should be an insanely important part of this video to explain the massive plot holes about Palpatine's plan and the creation of the army. And you don't have time for it? <laughs> You've got 45 minutes to talk about other stupid bullshit. Didn't he specifically say he was this? going to run through the plot? That's something he said yeah. he would do? What was that? What he said that? Was he referring to the 10 seconds he just did? It's like, oh boy. I'm flawed. <laughs> This is very popular YouTuber. <laughs> this is his best video. Help. Don't have time to go over it right now. Subscribe it would take to my an entire video. I don't video. have time to talk it about the actually... Whoa. review. Guys, he said an it would take an entire video. video. An... Whoa!
that's what this video is, right? <laughs> no, this <laughs> video review? is why three are bad, not why one is bad. Oh, God, rags. Okay. Oh. People saying Gadelb. All right. What should I Gadelb specifically? The uh. Didn't, did wait? Didn't we? He said we don't have time to go over it. We already did that. Just say re reviewing the game, reviewing the movie in this review would take too much time. Yeah, I, I will definitely mention that. Uh, but it would take its own entire video. <laughs> Can you imagine whoa, an, a video specifically for one movie? Crazy. Just crazy. Mm. Couldn't take it myself. ...be better Just for the story time. if you told me he couldn't predict the fucking future. Because this you plan can't. reads like it's made by someone who can't. No, Palpatine can predict the future. One of his powers. Well, no, he he can, like, fucking guess at influencing and pushing around things, but the film's yeah. never explicit that he can I literally, like, predict the future. That's one, one of his force powers, is that he can Where see... Where does it say that? Uh, in the OG. I have foreseen in... it. I have foreseen it. But he's wrong. The... Well, yeah. Well, that that's just implying that's that's one of his things. The future is always changing. You can see the future wrong. I have that power. Palpatine's no, deep into some right. modal logic. He can foresee possible world futures. The, oh, me too. Always in motion. The future is. That's what Yoda says. You can see one aspect of what one future could but, be, but that, that's it, not a power. It's also it's not reliable. Power the Jedi and the Sith. That that aspect, being able to see a possible future out of all the alternatives, that's not a power. Well, we I can't do it. That only yeah, can. Can I could see many possibilities for how this stream ends. Which one is going to happen? <laughs> I don't fucking know. But I could see I many possibilities. Assuming that that's what's going to happen. It's not having like a I'm not, a I'm not assuming. Then In what about an hour, we will go over super chats. Ooh. Oh, think of all the possibilities. Oh, it uh, might be the one I want. I'm willing, not. like the idea that they have like a forced sort of meditation. They can sort of see, you know, pieces of dialogue, characters committing to certain actions in different ways in certain places. Like I can believe that, but it's not going to be clear enough to be able to be like, this will happen at this time on this day. Doesn't well, seem no, very it, it never happens. But what I'm just, what I'm trying to advocate for is that Cosmonaut is saying he must be able to see the future to be able to commit to these actions. When I'm like, whatever future he can see wouldn't be able to get him guarantees of anything. He does just fine without like even if he can't see the future. I think his plan's perfectly robust. Yeah. If anything, it, if anything, it makes him more kind of intimidating that he can't see the future. He's just really smart and clever. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, he's kind just of, that good? Kind of cheapens his cunning if he could see the future. Yeah. Like it's not the most fair example ever, but imagine if Frank Underwood and House of Cards could just see the future in bits and pieces. Yeah, like, I feel uh, like as a device for storytelling, it's not gonna, like I would rather just advocate that he made a lot of informed choices and he relied on his yeah. knowledge of how people behave. Um, I'm not like I said. I'm not against like intuition uh, heightened to a certain level with Jedi and, and Sith that they can like detect certain things and have certain influence. But I'm not agreeing with Cosmonaut that he can like, it's, you know, look into the future like it in a fucking program or some mirror. Like, you know what I mean? It's not that, uh, not that amazing. Well, is that what Cosmonaut is trying to 
say, because that is one of the traits of Jedi and Sis. Well, he's trying to use it as a criticism anyway. See things before they happen. That's what Qui-Gon even says in episode one. Even if they don't happen? Yeah, the future is always in motion, just like Yoda says. That's not very useful then. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's just something that they do. Sometimes it helps them. Okay, if Anakin would have never seen Padme dying, do you think he would have still acted the way he was acting in Revenge of the Sith? Probably it's not. To the plot, not to him. Hmm? It's useful to the plot, but not to him. Exactly. So sometimes it's a disadvantage to see the possible future. That's why Yoda was trying to tell him the future is always in motion. Don't you know? Invest all of your time and energy on this future that could possibly not happen. This is a really shitty power. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things in the, the force that, you know, may not be Some the most would helpful. say is unnatural. After mm-hmm. thousands of years and all the failed things that happen, I'd be like, Yoda, maybe, maybe relax. Maybe we shouldn't be putting all of our confidence in these, uh, these potential future visions. Because they seem to be really sketchy. Hmm. Correct you. Hmm? A secular <laughs> humanist I will become. So anyway, Obi-Wan and Anakin go to protect Padme, and I love how the first person to talk in this scene is Jar Jar. I also love how he literally stops, looks at the camera, and smiles, as if to say, that's right, fuckers, I'm not going anywhere. I'd also like to point out that while we now have more scenes of characters actually having heart-to-heart conversations, are all awful because they're written in the most unnatural way. For the most part, this movie has some pretty good actors, and they have no way to make this awful dialogue sound natural. I don't know why I keep dreaming about her. <laughs> like you want to fuck her, Anakin. Dreams pass in time. <laughs> I'd much rather dream about Padme. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I meant, yes, I don't mean you want to fuck her. I thought you were talking about Padme. Some people are very socially awkward. And again, I don't know. Maybe you do want to fuck Shmi. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of got to agree. Like, when when he starts talking about Padme, it gets pretty bad. It does. (laughs) Pretty awful. Uh, On a lick sand. So Padme, the woman who just had an assassination attempt less than a day ago, sleeps in her room alone with giant windows with the blinds open. So obviously under these circumstances, she's basically begging to be assassinated. And the following scene is probably the funniest shit in the whole movie. They even explain in the damn movie that it was a setup. That she was willing to be used as bait to catch the assassin. And Obi-Wan gives Anakin shit for that. And then that's when they... Allows it to happen. Uh, <laughs> what if the assassin didn't have a shit assassination method though? Yeah. What if the what if the droid had a blaster? It would have been over. <laughs> it wasn't just weird worm nonsense. Yeah, the robot showing worms. up isn't what triggered the vision. It was the centipedes on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what if <laughs> he used that Camino what if he used that Camino saber dart with uh, on the droid and the droid just thunk, just stuck her in the neck with it. It's like, well, you're fucked now. But he does he allows it to happen. He doesn't stop it. He mm. he he pays yeah, he he says this is a good idea, we should do that. But then he allows it to happen. He doesn't actually stop it. 
he allows this plan to continue and she almost got centipeded oh that's when anakin went all creepy and he's just like i can sense everything room except for the robot opening up the window (laughs) (laughs) no the the sensors only sense intent and robots don't have intent there you go goodness yeah centipedes do though centipedes droid sends in little poison man yeah look at them check out some desert centipedes man they won't they're closer look at that upper centipede that one's that one's got some fucking baggage bugs to kill Padme, but our heroes catch it right in the nick of time. And then Obi-Wan fucking jumps out the window. What is his plan? What's his endgame here? And why is he the one who jumped out the window? Anakin just got done talking about how much he loves Padme and how he's obsessed with her. So I'd almost accept this if Anakin was the one who jumped out the window. Isn't he supposed to be the brash, headstrong apprentice who acts without thinking? But then the worst Mm. part is that later, Obi-Wan gets mad at Anakin for doing the same thing. He has no right to get upset when Anakin jumps out of the fucking car. He's like, oh, my apprentice is so headstrong and stupid and he acts without thinking. Bro, two minutes ago, you jumped out the window to grab a tiny robot. You are lucky to be alive. Patience. Use the force. Think. <laughs> Beyond love. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I can agree with him there. Cool, oh my so God. far, so good. Now? Yeah, so far, so good. I agree. I think we're still in <laughs> poor man's Plinket territory, though. Yeah, we kind of are. This was a Plinket point already, but it's like, it's just... This, it. This should be a supplementary point that is added up with a bunch of other points is like this, but we're looking at this as if it's, oh my God, I can't... He actually sort of made a criticism about the movie. That's, it, wow. Um, I can't bring yeah, myself to disagree Yeah, and, and he's used exam- examples and then some actual evidence to back them up and everything. Hey, pretty good. Yeah, pretty I'm good. I'm what I can get at this point. I, 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 was, I was just busy for a second, but uh, okay. as for the, I, I side with Rags on the assassin thing. I think it makes sense that they wanted to use her as bait, but they, she could have been killed very easily by the looks of things. So yeah, it was pretty dumb. he was arguing that it's like, well, the thing is, he was arguing, like, why would she do that? That's so stupid. It's like, um, like, oh, the, sleeping in there because they asked her to through. and be bait. Exactly. But she right. was acting as though she did that without knowing that this is a problem. Yeah. The, uh, the criticism, I guess, would be like, guys, you were fucking reckless doing that. Um, but I mm-hmm. guess that's, yeah, that's what that was. Padme really wants to find out who's trying to kill her. And Anakin is going along with it, I suppose. But it is, it's just dodgy. Um, because they've got a, you know, a shield or a force field or whatever around her room. The thing breaks it open, and it's like, damn, you'd think that could either be detected, or, um... Uh, Someone with eyeballs could have noticed or the, it. Or that it'll yeah. set off Anakin's, you know, senses, or whatever. You'd think that would be enough, but the yeah. fact that it can it put its little snout in there, it's like, wow, if that thing could, like, aim and shoot... <laughs> yeah. Fuck, she'd be dead. Yeah, I would, I would think I the think moment that that shield oh. took any damage... Giving it, she's like, it Oh, don't worry, except. R2's in here, really. Yeah, he's turned off. Hey, man, oh. he, he turns on periodically oh. every minute or so. I don't know if I can know. Is there any, um, are there any assassins now. Either way, oh, I no, want okay. to specify that this is a plinket point the um, the brashness yeah. of Obi Wan. I don't think it makes no sense that uh, Anakin would run to Padme's bedside after she was close to being killed and be like, you okay, you okay? As opposed to jumping yeah, through the window. Sense. I think it makes sense he does that. Obi-Wan, being like, nah, we're supposed to just protect her, sees this opportunity of being like, that thing 
is trying to kill her. I'm gonna grab it. I yeah. think that he's right out the window. Yeah, I think he's right <laughs> to be like. I would be like, so Obi Wan, you're gonna jump out the window and grab it. What happens then? <laughs> like you, you, it's a, mm, it's a bit risky there, Obi Wan. I don't know what um what what you hope to happen. I guess you're just hoping this droid returns to its master without being concerned that you're fucking grabbing it. And yeah, couldn't couldn't he just force grab it and keep it from running away? Um, what if he pulls it back in? Well, I don't know that that was his goal. Maybe, like, I don't know if he was just hoping to go back to its, you know, owner with it. Which is know. a very odd thing for an assassin droid to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that, the, I don't know why it's not programmed, <laughs> that the second it's compromised in any way, shape, or form, it fucking self-destructs. And it doesn't <laughs> well, even it have to self-destruct. If it just turned off... Obi yeah, Wan's if dead. it turned off, Obi Wan's dead. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Turn off. I'll say there's a chance Obi Wan could save himself using the Force or whatever. But still, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, believe for a second that it's out of character for Obi Wan to be brash. He's, he's a bit of a, he's a bit reckless in all of the movies he's in, not just the prequels. Mm. Um, the fact that he fucking decides on the spot, I'm gonna let Vader kill me because it's gonna fucking make Luke hate you, lol. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Obi Wan, you son of a bitch. Because uh, this is this is what I mean. I like the recontextualization that he's like from a certain point of view. It's like Obi Wan, you cheeky little shit. You didn't tell him that's his dad because you wanted him to kill him. Because obviously Obi Wan fucking kind of thinks that Anakin's a lost cause. I think he has a lot of reason to think that. Either way, yeah, uh, Obi Wan being like fucking Anakin, being reckless, it is kind of funny. Cause it's like weren't cool. you like doing worse shit just seconds <laughs> ago? If, you, if you're gonna call Obi Wan being brash to Anakin being the or passive one a problem, then, you know, you're going to need to bring me some dialogue well, of I... Obi-Wan specifically preaching patience and all that. Which yeah, exists, well, sure and he that did. Exists. He says he that did just right now. in the office. Yeah, just now, right, in, yeah. right well, so in, the, in the meeting room of the office. Yeah, I don't know if he's highlighted this, but this is this is an issue as well. He says uh, she went in there to hide, not to run. It's a very strange... I, other than he sensed her mindset, he sensed that her goal was to hide in there, not to run out of there, which seems odd to me, but all right. Um, and he's like, yeah, chill out, calm down. It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, if, if, if he, if Attica had continued to sprint it after, he might have been able to spot her easier. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, everyone knew how it was going to work out. So, yeah, I don't know, I think there's... That, that says to me, like, just educated guess. Which, I wonder how he reached that conclusion, but... Mm. Get our education. Uh, but it is... Like I don't believe that he generated this point. I believe he stole it from Plinkett. The uh, the two, because a lot of people never qualify the part where you say they're both brash. Like okay, <laughs> it's like that's a problem now. You're like oh, and then they go, it should be that one of them is not, and that person who is not should be Obi Wan. You're like oh, is it? Is that how that should work? Okay. Why is it gotta okay. be this way though? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So anyway, they catch the assassin and they find out that she is a shapeshifter. Now, this is just screenwriting 101, mm -hmm. but why is she a shapeshifter? What does That's this what actually... species she is. Uh, she's an assassin. Yeah, yeah, why, Being why a shapeshifter she... assassin is incredibly useful. In fact, yeah, my criticism I, I would be, the why the fuck is... didn't she shapeshift in the in the club? Yeah, that's the thing. This sets up the thing of, why make her a shapeshifter if she never uses her shapeshifting? Um, like, why I would, write her to be one? I would agree with that, but we can infer that she perhaps would have used her shapeshifting to get a bomb onto Padme's ship. Maybe. I think there's reason to assume that that's why she was chosen for the job. 
And I think that it's reasonable to assume, again, that uh, who's going to want to be an assassin? It's like, well, I think shapeshifters would probably find that that's a use. Like how, like, Mandalorians will often end up being bounty hunters because they're just fucking good warriors, I guess. Allegedly. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> hence my... <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, um, shy would I would have taken your word. Her clothes like, are the same. So she can't know, shift them. Admit. Take your fucking clothes off. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, wow. I, I don't know. I just, I'm sitting here thinking, like, you've got this amazing power, and you're like, well, I'm wearing a, a purple shirt today. So <laughs> it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I ain't leaving behind these great threads. Yeah, I'm like, I paid for those. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh? What, kill people. For what is cool? Someone just referenced it in uh, in chat. If you play Star Wars Bounty Hunter, you actually get to see uh, how Django met her and how they work together and on a lot of different jobs. Django. That's how I know her you name know, is Zam Wessel. Zam Wessel. I can't remember how it's pronounced. Zam Wessel. Yeah. Really bring to the plot of this story. Does she at any point shapeshift in this movie to affect the story? All I would say is that I assume she did it to get the bomb on Padme's ship. Fairly reasonably infer one usage of it. And yeah. And I think that it's fair that uh, she would have a proclivity toward assassination as a career when she's a shapeshifter. Gives you a little bit of like, why did this person want to do that? And it's like, I don't know, she probably has the, uh, a skill set that's useful for it. For example, she's a shapeshifter. She, doesn't, she certainly doesn't have to be a shapeshifter but it's not hurting anything that she well has. yeah i guess that's what this all comes back to it's just weird if we couldn't answer this question i don't see why we have to why does why does she have to be justified as a shapeshifter i don't see what the problem is necessary and pertinent information why do we need to or care about why she's a shapeshifter hmm. well zam wessel does enough stupid shit in this movie to where like you don't have to worry about her being a shapeshifter <laughs> You don't bring up the fact that she shot the droid and not Obi Wan. Why she has a droid yeah. program to return. There are straight things back to, to criticize. Why does she try to ambush these two Jedi in the bar instead of just fucking leaving? I it just I I don't get it. She is an idiot here. Ah, she's dumb. She got, Super she got the job just because she's a shapeshifter. Like they had no idea about her skill set. That that's my head cannon now. They didn't realize she was terrible at her job. She's a shapeshifter, so, you know, probably get She it. was an actual diversity hire. They, we need more change. <laughs> we were changeling in the guild. Well, no, she turns up and she's like, what do you need? And they're like, we need a black, uh, I don't know, dwarf. And she's like, I can do that. <laughs> I can be a black dwarf. Yeah, the shapeshifter can get the assassination contract done. And then she's sort of like in the other room, nervously putting the weird centipedes into the robot. Like, oh, they thought I was going to use that, huh? <laughs> Nope. Even when they're looking for her in the bar, this would be a great opportunity to have her turn into something else mm -hmm. to avoid being found. But no, yeah. she doesn't do it. Why did George make her a shapeshifter? The characters bring it up in a way that shows that it might be significant. And I think she's a changeling. In that case, be extra careful. Yeah, I agree with all this. Oh, this is, this is kind of yeah. silly. Turns out we didn't have to be careful at all. She's stupid. Oh, <laughs> lovely for us, Padawan. <laughs> she just falls and breaks her neck. It's a good thing she tried to go up right behind me with the ranged weapon and then let me fucking cut her hand off or something. Yep. <laughs> good thing she didn't pull the trigger. It's a good thing, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Cool. these are all... These, I don't even know what voice This is, is what the video should have been, Cosmo. <laughs> this is what it should have been. Not you just randomly being like, it's boring, though. <laughs>
<laughs> but if you go back into this movie and you pretend that she's just a regular person, it doesn't change anything. These are no, just the basic... Why is it a problem? Yeah, I don't... Like, why is he so outraged that her shape-shifting isn't... Because it's... Because he can point out something that's just kind of weird about the writing, and he could hammer it forever, and people will be like, oh yeah, that is weird, hey, this movie shit. Mm -hmm. Instead of actually like, criticizing actions characters take when they're supposed assassins and stuff. Rules of writing a story. Now this scene is funny to me, because if you take it and try to figure out exactly what's happening oh, and why it's happening, it becomes hilarious. Okay. So I'm gonna have everybody try to follow along with me real quick. Mm -hmm. So Palpatine needs Padme dead, but he doesn't want to do it himself. So he asks Count Dooku yeah. to go kill Padme, but Count Dooku does. Um. So is it is it Dooku the? Is it is it Dooku that told Django, or is it Palpatine that told Django? I assume. I assume that it was Dooku because we see, you know, Django coming back to Geonosis. And yeah, so Dooku it's safe to say sense. that Palpatine can't tell Django directly because he's trying to stay, you know, like keep the. He talks directly to Dooku, and then Dooku's the only person who knows yeah, of his Dooku's direct. Just like, yeah, he said Dooku kill Besides, this bitch, and Dooku's like, I know just Dooku the guy, and, and he knows how to do it. And Dooku and Palpatine are like one and one. The only thing that they're not. You know, Dooku's on need-to-know basis. He knows everything other than Palpatine's intentions to essentially have Anakin kill him. Like, other than that, Dooku knows all of it as well. So, like, I don't know. That it makes sense to me that Palpatine wouldn't tell Django directly. He would get Dooku to uh, do it. Doesn't want to do it himself. So Count Dooku asks Django Fett to go kill Padme, but Django Fett doesn't want to do it himself. So he asks his shapeshifter friend. I mean, yes, yeah, this all makes sense. I think that makes I like sense. The dumb music and the dumb voice he's trying to put on. To try I was going to say he's, he's getting very excited, but I I think this all follows. <laughs> like, I'm just like okay. It's, it's like, look how crazy this all is. It's like it's right there. To go the kill film. Padme, but the shapeshifter sends a robot. To What's that's a yes. tool? That's like saying she used this... a, a gun. Like oh, it's a um, robot. Yeah, it's a fucking tool. I don't. Why does that matter? I'm defending attack of the clones. I just realized where I am. <laughs> yeah, oh. I know. I don't. Um, Anomaly says Palpatine doesn't want her dead at all. I mean, I, I think don't know that here, if she was dead, that would make his life easier. But he takes advantage of the fact that the assassination attempt failed, especially with all of the degrees of separation between him and the actual assassin. Which, by the way, is another way. argument for this. It's very good that there are this many degrees of separation from Palpatine. He says it's, Palpatine it's, actually foils Django. It's either or. Oh, she's not dead? Okay, she's... There's no way she's sticking around after this many yeah, assassination attempts, though. Her fine. being alive she's or dead can benefit Palpatine both ways. That's why I, I would assume that he's fine with either happening. And the thing is, this would be a really good assassination plot if Zam wasn't an idiot. Mm-hmm. Because everything is, everything is working really well up to the point that she's involved. To go kill Padme. And if you really want to be an asshole and get even more granular, the droid says, I'll send these little bugs. So, do you. So, just, just out of curiosity, do you say a gun sends a bullet? Like, this is retarded. <laughs> this is why I think Django's an idiot in this film, because the stupid Camino saber dart. We haven't even gone to that yet. <laughs> I know, but I, this, the, this is the thing, right? No, so we're like, focusing on stupid criticisms, Rag. Stop with the smart ones. <laughs> No, my, my the issue, if you're him and you're like, I need to make a good video, 
despite all my clearly well, all my disabilities up. that I clearly have, you would say something along the lines of, all right, well, the problem here is that there's all of these degrees of separation between the actual assassination taking place and who wants it. Mm -hmm. There's the centipedes, there's the robot, there's the bounty hunter, then there's the other bounty hunter, then there's Count Dooku, then there's Palpatine. That's like five different threads you have to follow to get back to Palpatine. There's a lot of shit. There's a long, long trail to follow. The issue is here, it fucks up at the robot, with the robot being stupid. And why didn't just blast her with a Camino Saber Dart instead of <laughs> using centipedes? Yes. And not even a Camino Saber Dart. Fuck that. I just wanted to do the voice. The problem right. is you don't just blast them. That's the Seriously, issue. Seriously, anything but the centipedes. Anything yes, but the Saber Dart, too. I think that they're somewhere close to the worst possible assassination method you could choose. Just shoot her. Just shoot her and self destruct. Blast, That's all you need to blasters do. Blasters are so good. So good. Bla they they just... kill people in one shot despite armor, apparently. They also so leave behind kill, kill nothing them. that's traceable. It's just a boon. Yeah. Sorry? I said she wasn't even in armor. She was in a nightgown. The fact yep. that they used anything as, aside from like a dart or a, a bullet a or, or something, like a blast. Yeah, exactly. It shoots the shot. It kills her. Fuck it. It shoots her 30 times just to make sure that it explodes. <laughs> Anakin's like, I could send something. <laughs> or it flies outside, then explodes to scatter any potential evidence to places you'd yeah, never like, find it. If it had dropped in a ball that was a grenade that could blow up a room, that would have been better. Just have the just have the robot be the grenade. That's what I'm saying. Anything else. This the whole thing that this plot relies on inexplicably stupid assassins, and I hate that. <laughs> That's quickly becoming my big pet peeve with writing <laughs> is that characters have to be retarded in order for plots to happen. That's why horror movies usually bug the hell out of me, especially the slasher but, flicks. But I want to highlight, so though, because this is the reason we're, this is the reason we're here today. Like, our criticisms there are all very, very different from his, which is, people send, people send, people, lol. It's like, that's not the problem. That is not, you're that's not... That's good. <sighs> that makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. That's what I mean. Like, it, why that's does he do this to me? Paper trail. To go kill Padme! Palpatine sends a man who sends a man who sends a shapeshifter who sends a robot. Which is really fucking clever if you think about Come it, but on, okay. <sighs> How is this a flaw? If it was just the droid that got sent, there was no bounty hunters involved, except you know there's somebody that's trying to kill Padme. So the, the droid goes through, the droid is some kind of bomb, it self destructs. They find one little scrap of metal. They analyze it. They figure out it's from this planet called Kamino that got erased from the records. Obi-Wan would still go to Kamino to try to figure it out. And, to try to, and that's when he would meet Jango. You know? Yep. But he, he seems bothered by the fact that, they have, that there's a spider web of you know, people involved in this killing. It's like, well, yeah, wouldn't he not want to get tracked down as easily? That's what I mean. By the I, way... Couldn't help but notice. Apparently, he has time for all of this. Yeah, he has time. <laughs> not only had time for all this, he repeated it. Locked like this is chicken. he established it all, and then he lined it up, and then he lined it up again. He has time for That's all that. Really is weird. Another, is this another plinketism? And this or... is this is kind of what I get getting at with like skill of as a critic. It's like he's missing all of the huge problems, and instead gunning for these things that have perfectly reasonable explanations. In fact, things that make you go, "Oh, that's actually well put together." Also, I don't do think this, I don't think this was a plinket point. No, I don't yeah. remember if it is. Um, I seem to recall him like offhandedly mentioning that, but it's been a long time, so 
The one about Obi-Wan jumping out the window and Anakin not doing that is definitely 100% Plinkett. But I think there's there's definitely, I think it's a reasonable point. Oh, it absolutely is. Who sends bugs to go kill Padme? And what's even funnier is that after they chase the robot and the shapeshifter, Django has a chance to go. By the way, that vocal fry, fucking gun. <laughs> well, yeah, he turns it off and he knows, like, he knows he's doing it. I saw a video where he was chilling out with, like, some friends in a room with, like, a funny recorded video for a minute and he was talking throughout it and he didn't have the vocal fry and I was just like, I, you, you put it on, don't you? You put it on for your videos. I don't know why. I think I think it's like um, the closer look, where it's just like, yeah, this is the voice. This is it. This is me. I uh, people like this voice. Into the habit now for some reason. Very uh, he's like he forgot he was playing. Okay, to be fair, sometimes in real life I have to use my real name when I'm referring to myself and not say rags because sometimes I catch myself and stop myself because I use it so much. Mm -hmm. You know, your name is probably a thing that you own, but everyone else uses more than you. You own anyway, your name? Well, I mean, it's that... yours. You know? Who sends a robot? Who sends bugs it's to go kill Padme? And what's even funnier is that after they chase the robot and the shapeshifter, Django has a chance to go kill Padme. But instead... There's a bunch of people in that room. I was, I was She's probably it. under incredible security. They're all security point. people. And Django mm -hmm. doesn't want to be fucking seen. No, I'm sure it makes perfect sense if he just turns around and shoots her. He goes to all this trouble to, to get an assassin to get different methods that are relatively secretive to kill a thing. And he's like, oh, fuck it. He walks into a room, shoots but her. But then <laughs> Django pops out of R2-D2 is like, ah, it was me the whole time. Pew, pew. He goes out of his way to assassinate the person he hired to was. She was about to fucking spill secrets. She was gonna tell who he was, you dipshit! <laughs> she literally, oh, like, I can't believe I'm saying this. She literally says it was a bounty hunter called, and then she gets it shot. It was a bounty hunter called. <laughs> <Why am I laughs> That's, That's a weird name for bounty hunter. Why am I having to say pay attention to the film for a <laughs> I know, this is insane. Like, why is he so bad at this? Jesus Christ. <sighs> That's not the problem. The problem is he used the saber dart. That's the problem. Assassinate Padme! Secretly genius, these prequels are. You didn't even fucking pay oh. attention, so shut up. Obviously shut up, stupid, dude. you are. Many original ideas these movies have. The prequels, while suffering from flaws, were most definitely Star Wars stories. Shut you can't do this. You've missed okay. blatant plot points to explain all of your issues. And then you're like, lol, everyone else is stupid. And you just, and I don't you even just know pulled, if that guy's wrong. I was gonna say, you just pulled a means. random clip from that dude. I don't even know what he was saying. Really. <laughs> I have no clue. Are they originals? Are they real Star Wars stories? Yeah, I mean, aren't they? I mean, can they, could what they be happening? anything else by definition? What's a real Star Wars story look like? <sighs> So Obi-Wan manages to track down the assassin, and he finds him on a planet called Kamino. He is gonna highlight the saber dart, right? He's not skipping you're not that. Near, surely you're gonna highlight I'm, the fucking saber I'm dart. hoping The thing it. that a dude in a diner knows. Oh, yes, saber darts from Kamino. And what you know, is that truly strange to me is that wise Jedi Master Obi-Wan goes to this planet where he literally sees the clones being grown and trained, and he learns that Jango Fett is the man that the clones are based on. Jango Fett lives in this facility. He also learns that Count Dooku hired Jango Fett. Ooh, careful. He, sa he says, yeah. Well, he says he was hired the by a man here... named Darth Tyrannus. I don't know that Obi-Wan knows, because as far as they're aware, Dooku isn't a Sith no, yet, right? They, is Ithidius. 
Cypher Dias. No, no, he yeah, said, no, 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 stop. He says Darth Tyrannus to him. He says, I was hired by a man named Darth Tyrannus on one of the moons of Bogton. So Obi-Wan knows that Darth Tyrannus would have had Django set up to be the clone template, which is concerning. I would agree with that, but I don't think he knows that that's Count Dooku at that point. Yeah, the, the issue with the scene of him, he also skipped over like 12 tisms, but <laughs> if we're going from this point forwards, like he skipped some weird stuff. But if you have, there's, there's the scene where he's talking to Django, and Django doesn't know about Xiphodeus, but the Camino cloners told him about him. So that instantly raises huge red flags that Obi-Wan does not inquire about or speak about. Oh, Chaz saying he only says Tyrannus, not Darth. Well, the, the problem, I'm kind of, everyone would have seen Django at the end of the film, which means Obi-Wan should know that uh, sh there should be concerns, right, about the construction of the clones. There should be some red flags in there somewhere. I'm trying to make sense of it fully myself in terms of where the problem would lie definitively. Obi-Wan knows they're being made. Obi-Wan knows they were ordered by uh, a guy on the Jedi Council and that the template for, for all of them was sorted out by a man named Tyrannus, but they don't know anything about, like, they don't know that that's Count Dooku's name uh, as a Sith, right? So it, does that line up? Is that okay? Uh, that's one of the issues, but there's, like, well, layers is an of issue, problems is my question. with the whole Camino. Uh, it's the concern, I suppose, is that Django's clearly working for the Separatists, and yet he was used as the template for the clone army. That's, it's just a bit of a, like, hmm... There should be immediate red flags everywhere, right? I yeah. feel like that should Not be a red flag. Not a dead flag. giveaway. You would assume that a bounty hunter would take jobs from pretty much both sides here. That should be very alarming, it's just, nonetheless. Yeah, but it's very, very... It, it should prompt immediate investigation. So wasn't that the thing? Because by that point, the Separatists weren't Separatists. It was just the Republic. So maybe he writes it off because it started so long ago. And he's Things just... He's, he's a Mandalorian, he's in good shape. It's just like, I don't know, he's just a template. It doesn't necessarily mean that the clones and the Sith are involved with each other in any way. I don't know. I think that it's worth having the characters address that in some way. Just be like, yeah, that's, you know, nothing, doesn't mean anything. Because, <laughs> I mean, he fucking fights almost to the death, Django, at Kamino. And so you might be like, allegiance-wise, we can have cons concerns about the clones. Yeah, like, huh, I just got attacked by an assassin here at, hmm, interesting. Um, but yeah, let's see where he goes with it, I guess. And he later finds out that Count Dooku and Jango Fett are evil, and yet never at any point does he figure out that Dooku and the clones are connected. Well, again, he doesn't say Count Dooku to Obi-Wan in, uh, I think he says Tyrannus. Yeah, Tyrannus. And again, we know from Attack of the Clones that they don't, they have no awareness that uh, Dooku is a Sith of any kind. As far as they're aware, he's just a political idealist, not an, an ex-Jedi. He's a, he's a political idealist, not a murderer. He's like, what an odd line. It is a strange line. You could probably <laughs> be both of those things. <laughs> he wouldn't kill someone. He's a political idealist. They never <laughs> kill people. In any way. Obi-Wan Kenobi is given all of the information to figure out that the clones were paid for by the bad guys. And yes, yet it does but not the way that you've listed it. 
You're I don't even correct, know. but you're, you didn't show your work. Does you he like, know that? You have stumbled accidentally across is what there he a, says. What, what, where's the point where Obi-Wan discovers that they've been funded by the bad guys? I thought, it, I thought that they, they tell him that Cypher Diaz is the one that put the order in, i.e. he's the one who paid. Well, he even said this army is for the Republic, implying yeah. that they are paying for it. I don't, I don't believe there's a time where Obi-Wan is told that the clones are paid for by, you know, the Sith or the Separatists or not even Darth Tyrannus. Like, not even that. So, yeah, I'm lost on that one. I don't even know if that's... Mm. I, it'd probably be worth watching it all again to really catch what names he used and where, because I don't... I think he's... I don't even know that he would know that Dooku is Tyrannus, but I guess he did, and he's conflated the names now. In any way, Obi-Wan Kenobi is given all of the information to figure out that the clones were paid for by the bad guys. And yet it doesn't matter, because I guess he just forgot. If Obi-Wan just remembered that Dooku and the clones are connected, he probably could have stopped the whole- Okay, but, so, so you're highlighting, right, that there is some connection to make between, uh, thingy and thingy. Like, let's, let's just pretend for a second that your character in this universe who's noticed this, and then uh, people are like, why aren't you highlighting this blatant connection as to why the clones are evil in the middle of this war with the clones making it so that you can actually survive? You're like, uh, I, don't, I'm, I feel like as a character you'd be like, I don't know that they are evil. <laughs> like, they seem to be on our side. I'm just saying. Like, like, again, I think there's concerns to be had and questions to ask, but I don't think Obi-Wan has a reason to think the clones are evil. The clones are literally destroying the very team you're 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 assuming that they conclude uh, they they are a part of. Puts personality suppressants on all of the clones because Django Fett is a little off, aggressive. So that'd just be a thread of intrigue. You'd continue to later, like, okay, so these clones are on our side, but their origins are very suspicious, strange to say the least. And yeah, I think that we could have used some lines there, but I don't know that Obi-Wan would conclude that the clones are evil, like, from this. I don't even know no. that he connects that uh, Count Dooku's involved yet. I don't know that he has the information to be able to do that. Or he could have saved the galaxy. It's such a small thing that would have changed the entire course of the Star Wars saga. And it's just based around Obi-Wan forgetting a crucial piece of information. What are you talking about? What are you referring to? What Bring piece of information piece specifically? Of information. Which piece? Is he talking about when he says, I was hired by a man named Tyrannus? Like, that's not useful enough for Obi-Wan at this point. I'm not doing anything with that. There's so much here. I have, we made all these notes smaller and like none of them, he's not using any of our notes smaller. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to Revenge of the Sith. Can you imagine what he's going to do with that one? Like, ooh. <laughs> so anyway, that's the A plot and it's dumb as fuck. But meanwhile, you've not proven that. <laughs> yeah, you haven't. There's so many slam dunks here that you just haven't, you, you clearly haven't talked about. Like they don't exist. Yeah. It's no time. There's no time. Like this is Let the kind of shit my... where uh, if you don't, if you haven't watched the films in you know enough time, you can just reviewers can get away with all kinds of shit. Remember when Obi Wan said Anakin's mother was a whore? That was an awkward line. Just <laughs> <laughs> like that never happened. You're like, didn't it? Didn't it happen? I think it happened. She fucked the Force, and then she <laughs> became happily monogamously married to Owen Lars and had two kids with him, and only left because she was captured. 
what a slut, am I right? Fucking, <laughs> and, that's, and that's the main reason that they, they have their big fight, was that line. That, that great line that, it's just this line, you probably don't remember it. We have the B-plot, and it's just as bad, because George Lucas does not understand romance. In this movie, we get to watch Padme and Anakin flirt and go on dates, and this wouldn't be too bad if it wasn't so painfully written. Half of the shit they say to each other is pretty cringe, bro. Here everything is soft. And smooth. <laughs> now I wouldn't say that these two characters don't have any chemistry, because it's not really like that at all. I think that they could have made something work if they were better directed and if they had a better script. You have great Pretty chemistry much. as he advocates for authoritarian totalitarianism. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, she, she giggles. Jokes. She giggles. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't agree, I don't know that anyone does. Anyone disagree <laughs> that the the dialogue between these two in their romance scenes could have been bumped up significantly? Oh yeah, they they're awful yeah, as they are. Fascism. How do, how do you get worse than rolling around in the flowers advocating fascism? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe something worse. Listen, Padme. We need a dictator, <laughs> <laughs> and it does feel we like to uh, kill I the just, bourgeoisie. I wish it came from some other right through line. It almost feels a little like it's just like, oh gosh, that's oh, that's Anakin's POV. Jeez, he's like, oh. uh, I How think is it that, that people you have arrived at this conclusion. Yeah, people who know what they're boy, talking about should I? decide what's best, and anyone who disagrees should be forced to agree. Like, oh god, all right, bloody hell. Oh, luckily she doesn't even powerful. respond to that. Yeah, she's. Uh, <laughs> She reacts very interestingly in this movie a lot of the time. Very, very interesting reactions to a lot of the stuff he says. She's like, hee hee. Oh, Anakin. <laughs> I mean, look at the scene where Anakin like, talks about how he just murdered a village full of people. This is how you can tell it's the director's fault, not the actor's. I killed them. I killed them all. Natalie, can we uh, get a reaction to this, please? Um, at yeah, this point, yeah, he's talking. I'm fine with her reaction at this moment. She's a little stunned. Yeah, that probably. I can, I can, that's I can... probably going to be my reaction. Just yeah, waiting wait for them to finish because you want to oh. make sure you understood everything they said when they're talking about killing children. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, you you imagine that there are asterisks associated with this anecdote that she's that you're being given. So, but yeah, she's just paying attention. Unfortunately, you mean like, oh, exactly, you killed them, right? Like, yeah, with amazing jokes. The, or the part like that, that blows my fucking mind—well, <laughs> it blew our minds when we were fucking watching it. She says, "To be angry is to be human." In response to all this, it's like, holy shit, Padme. Yeah. <laughs> that is. You're not even gonna uh, call him on any of this. Like, whoa. So any you're reaction? like a murderer, and I should report you to the space police or something. Oh wait, you are the space police. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> at, at the very least, like, bro, we need we need to have a talk. <laughs> no, George, that's your no, job. Tell her what to do. Help her help you, George. So these two really dumb plots converge on Geonosis, where we can have our dumbass final battle. And the end yeah. of this movie has... Um, I mean, we're letting him go for a lot of this. We're just like, dumb plots. You haven't explained why the plot of Anakin and Padme doing what they do is dumb. You've only said that their, their chemistry is okay, but their dialogue's bad. Like... So why is that a dumb plot? And secondly, the one with Kamino uh, and, and Obi-Wan, you've not at all substantiated that it's a dumb plot. So what I'm getting at is he just it goes, is. these two dumb plots are now getting to their dumb final battle. And I'm just like, oh. Hmm. All right. Well, Show okay. your workings, Cosmo. <laughs> your workings are not <laughs> satisfying the teachers. 
I now I understand why teachers now say this. Show your work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of people like you, Cosmonaut. You're you, why. You hear that, Cosmo? You're the reason that school was annoying. You're the reason why I couldn't go to the back of the math book and at least get guaranteed half the answers, the odds. Correct. <laughs> I just so there'd be so many red marks on his paper. There's sort of crosses. You need to apply just yourself. To just to make sure that, you know, the score on this is settled. He missed the Camino dart, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah. Yep. We you don't got oh, the dart. Because I yeah, no, he, Dexter Jetster. We we didn't skip over that, no, right? No, in fairness, in fairness, he still has time. He could still mention it because yeah, the commu could, that is the yes. height of stupidity from Django Fett to use a dart that is specifically tied to a planet that'll be able to trace a bunch of shit. It's just like don't don't do that. Use a use a sniper face with a blaster. Sniper blaster right in a fucking maw goes straight down her throat, blows open her organs. Do it. <laughs> this is, it's a fuck up from Django that he didn't use a blaster. It's a fuck up by Sam that she didn't use a blaster. And once she does use it, it's at the wrong thing. And like, ugh. Just hire a random person on the street. These assassins are dumb. It's now devolved into a dumb CGI action climax, and I personally oh, cannot stand it. Why? Action is kind of boring if it just shows up for no reason. You gotta fucking clarify. Just tell me why. So then to end it all, we have a- No, you skipped- No! No. They didn't even have- <laughs> He didn't even have R2 pushing C-3PO into the assembly line. <laughs> this- This is like- This is- This is the bait of log people. They get short all stuff. Right. The log- The log <laughs> tribe no, can't you handle made a this. Point. No! <laughs> you could have been log, but you were short. No! <laughs> God damn it. Like, you- He skipped over so much. This. But straight yeah. to the last fight between Dooku and the Jedi, like, wow. Lightsaber fight, and it's probably the worst one in the entire series. Okay. I don't even need to explain why. why. I'm just going to show you guys a clip of the fight, and I want you to know that I did <laughs> oh. not. You, you say that as if you do why. explain yourself. Time. As if All he right, explains then, himself normally. Alter it in any way. <laughs> Is he... So what? So okay. we have to guess what his point is. You fucking kidding me? All right, that's the mark of a YouTuber. Um, <sighs> it's silly that thinks... they're just flailing their sabers around. But, not, but the, the... it doesn't look like there's a fight taking place. You can easily argue that there's there's attempts at feigning here or distracting that, that they're in darkness outside of their lightsabers. So could, any possible moment, one of them could be going for a hit. Or they're just trying to distract the opponent. There's plenty to work with here. You can't just say this. Yeah. I need you to tell me why you think this is bad. Yeah, fighting an A cam, B cam. I don't know. Come on, you can sum it up. Belch. Explain why. In the t yeah, in the time it took to show me the clip, just say in words what the problem was. Boo. Boo. Use your language. This is they're still hitting each other during that, too. So, <laughs> what's the problem? Why are you making me so angry? Why'd you do this to me? 6 a.m. <laughs> More! <laughs> the most boring choreography I've ever seen. The only oh. time it's visually impressive is when Yoda enters the battle. And while it is impressive that the Dooku stunt double is fighting with literally nothing and somehow making it look so convincing, it doesn't change that this is by far well, what really I consider the CGI to be that the makes biggest problem with these but, you know, it's semantics. movies. This problem is at the core of what I hate about the prequels. Okay. And that problem is Yoda. It absolutely blows my oh. mind that people don't have a bigger problem with Yoda in- Isn't that like one of the 
biggest Plinkut yeah. points is that Yoda's out of character. I'm pretty sure he says that. Yeah, jumping around and showing that the uh, yeah, I thought that was what forces more than the body and all that shit. I don't know that I consider it a big about. problem yet. Mm. Depends on how this is all qualified in this trilogy. Because if you ask me, this is blatant character assassination. Mm, not, sure about about not sure about that. Not sure about that. What about his character as being assassinated? So say. yeah, I was well, gonna say like I, know I don't like say. seeing Yoda flip around. I think it looks goofy. But <laughs> if you're gonna have him have a lightsaber and he's that short, there may be some jumping required to make him be able to fight. This is what I mean. I'm I'm almost arguing that my into my sense that it's really goofy is just not actually an issue because it's clearly me like as a problem I think it's gonna be a common issue people will find with the jumping around but if we're talking about character assassination we're not even talking about just the the visual of a green dude jumping around you let's hear the argument I guess because I, I already it makes, well, it, I, is, I know what he's gonna say though he's well, yeah, bringing up the Plinket point again and the only time he ever really does his homework is when Plinket's already does his homework for him he's gonna argue that Yoda's like oh you know, size doesn't matter when it comes to the Force, yada, yada, yada. All that matters is that you love the Force and all that shit. Well, He's going to bring that up. He, he you know fucking, he is. If he, if he tries to tell me that a, that, a, that a Jedi would never attack anybody because they're not supposed to, or some shit, like, they would be involved. You know, you know, like, people who don't like to attack people, they never get into wars because they just let people take over. They never get into fights because they just let people get abused. That's how that works, okay? So Yoda being like, hey Luke, uh, always do it things in defense, now let me train you how to be stronger. And you're like, why? Is it in case someone tries to attack me with a lightsaber, or tries to kill friends of mine by dropping a giant set of pipes on them and you have to use the force in order to save them? Or use your lightsaber skills to prevent them from being killed by this person? Are these possibilities? Or are those all considered attacking someone? You can tell I'm already frustrated with this argument having existed previously and he hasn't said any of this. Some. <laughs> Does he think that like, in no other medium are peacekeepers or security forces or guardians ever portrayed as pacifists? Never. Like, I can't think of anything just, where they are, because it, it doesn't make sense. I want to play it, because I, I don't even know if he's going to make this point. I'm assuming he is, but we'll give it a shot. He's going to make the Planket point. That's my thing. Let's see what Seeing he does. Yoda with a lightsaber fills me with so much dread, and honestly, Why? I can't explain it. Oh. Remember what oh. I praised? Okay. Great! What a great right, I can't change of pace. <laughs> That's your job. Your job is to it's your explain fucking job. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Too, but... Okay. All right. The but scene from Empire where he has this beautiful speech about the Force. Well, all of that understanding and wisdom is gone in these movies. Why? Yoda never makes Why a single gone? good decision in these movies. Saving the fucking lives of Obi-Wan and Anakin is just bad decision now? Is that how that, that works? Seems like a decent... Yeah, and wanting to go to the forward command center? That seems like a smart decision to me. <laughs> I just I hate it. I hate it. I hate Around the perimeter, survivors <laughs> create. That's where I'd want to go if I was a general. It just go makes the sense. Fuck away, War General Yoda. You watch it. <laughs> Have uh, many stars and stripes to do. So, the, the decision to get the clones to save all the Jedi? Fucking bad decision, Yoda. You fucked up. What is this? Come on! And it's because he always says, Oh, the dark side is clouding my judgment. D yes, he does say that, but that doesn't mean he make, doesn't make any good decisions. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Come the fuck on, man. I need re- Don't say come the fuck on to the people in these movies when we have to watch this video. Please. <laughs> <laughs>
real plot elements because this shit isn't working. I should oh. never see Yoda directing troops of soldiers. <laughs> I should never hear Yoda say these words. Concentrate all your fire on the nearest starship. I mean, look. I if he's agree. a general, that sounds like a general. I, this is what I mean. Say. Like, I understand the whole, like, I don't want to listen to mystical Yoda be like, yo, we got to put our troops in the forward front command. So, you know, but why, why would he not be saying that when the yeah, Jedi are generals? That makes sense. I'm sorry. Gandalf was directing troops. Well, that's okay, because... Yeah, Gandalf, but that's Yo not Yoda. Yoda's short. <laughs> Yoda said stuff about the Force, okay? Also, they are, as Glib just said, they are fighting robots. It's not like, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on... Be clear, Cosmo. Be clear. Seeing yeah. Yoda doing ninja flips is just so upsetting for me. And maybe okay. this is why I like that Luke dies without hitting... You just highlighted fucking ninja oh. move from Luke, but okay. I don't know. I guess that's fine. All right. Yoda's the one who's not allowed. Come on, dude anybody with a lightsaber. I have my problems with The Last Jedi, but this is how a Jedi should operate in my mind. Then what's what? the point of the fucking sword? I'm sorry, yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> how do you guard things as a pacifist? I want you to explain also, this to me. We gotta refocus here. He just, so he's like, I'm really happy with the end of The Last Jedi because he managed through non-violence to save the day. It's like, he didn't do anything. He delayed Kylo for a few minutes by being a ghost. Like, what are you talking about? If they had found the exit through the back quicker, Luke wouldn't have been relevant. If Luke had told them there was an exit through the back with his stupid force ghosty teleport, they would have been fine. If Rose hadn't decided that she had to kill Finn to prevent him from saving everyone's lives, this again <laughs> wouldn't have been necessary. <laughs> All of Crate is dumb. Like, there's no... I... Luke didn't do anything. He died because he stressed himself out. Does Luke think there does Luke does this Cosmo guy? Does he think that Jedi can just solve all the problems and keep peace in the galaxy? Remember when Luke Wait, attacked Luke Vader? But <laughs> <laughs> when Obi Wan Obi Wan was fighting Darth Vader, that was just that was bad. Naughty Jedi. Good. Tut tut. Good guys don't use violence. Never! Naughty, naughty Jedi, killing people who want to kill people. The lightsaber is meant to look at, not to use, you <laughs> fuck. It's meant for something in your pocket that can magically cut your limbs off at Whatever you need process. to cook your bread, you simply get the lightsaber. Do you want to slice hand toast in one single motion? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes! Now we need more lightsaber control! You need to learn how to use the force in playing. order to do nothing offensive <laughs> with it. Christ. I'm so confused. <laughs> Grandmother's now. It's wonderful. I feel lost. <laughs> Help me, Once I Luke arrives stop. on the scene, Someone I? <laughs> nobody else dies for the rest of the movie except Ex him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> him. And also all the people who died before this, but whatever. Sure. Look, Whatever. by him we'll, showing up. By the way, I'm still not convinced that if he hadn't shown up, that the First Order would have gotten to our heroes before they could have escaped anyway. This kind of feels like counting deaths because of terrorism, but starting at September 12th, night, or 2001. Yeah, well, that's... It's like hardly anyone dies from terrorist attacks if we start counting at September 12th, 2001. Well, he's, he's saying that once <laughs> Luke showed up, people stopped dying. And it's like, well, he showed up after the war fucking finished, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the battle, quote-unquote battle. 
Mm. Eh. At that point, it's over. Him, a Jedi should work hardest to find a solution without resorting to violence. <laughs> okay, okay, listen, Jay. Sometimes you can still do that, but you don't have a fucking choice. Sometimes you can't just convince everybody to solve their problems nonviolently, especially on a galactic scale. I mean, it's, it's funny because we're dealing with, with like they're just so comically evil. It's, it's it just picture, you know, it's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of full circle, like the beginning of this podcast. So some kids are screaming while a Sith is about to slice them down, and Luke has his lightsaber. He can choose to block it, but would that really be a Jedi thing to do? Sounds like you're engaging in violence almost. Mm -hmm. I don't know, so man. The Jedi like complete pacifists, though. <sighs> I I hate this. That's the thing. I hate the idea that Jedi are pacifists. I hate the idea that any guardian of anything is a pacifist. You can't do that if you are a pacifist. Yoda in you, Empire you're have to was exercise force if necessary. Yoda in Empire was training him to not use anything he's learned. I guess. Like, I want you to be stronger, faster, and more attuned to the Force, because I don't want you to use any of that. Exactly, but, you know, deterrent theory isn't a thing. We're cool. I mean, Naboo didn't in have an army. In three, when Obi-Wan begs Yoda and says, Please, Yoda, don't make me kill Anakin. Yoda says, Sorry, bro. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, so Anakin, they just watched a fucking recording of Anakin killing children. They kind of want him stopped. They gotta stop them right now. To me. And anybody who's willing to Christ. murder children, uh, I don't think you can peace talk him down at that yeah. point. I feel like he's gonna keep doing this unless someone stops him. <laughs> also, feel... it's not because Obi Wan doesn't want to kill; it's because he doesn't want to kill Anakin specifically. Yeah. So I don't I'm know what, why he made that nice and broad to try and support his points about Jedi, but not quite. I don't know where the impression that Jedi care about killing all this much came from. Mm -hmm. In these movies, Yoda's number one solution of is to kill the, the bad guys. Kill the kill the robots that the are robots? aiming their yeah, guns at robots. his fucking team of friends. I don't understand. What was what was he supposed to do? Robots, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> what what is he advocating? Why is it bad that he's killing a bunch of pieces of metal that are automatically deciding to shoot lasers at his friends? What what's the problem there? I just, just why out of his little ship. I just don't want him in any, in any military standing. That's, no, but I'm, I'm just so addressing his point. Like, why are we here? Yeah, why exactly. I, I can't see Yoda killing robots? <laughs> like, why, oh God why are we forbid! Here talking about this, he needs to jump out of his little ship and go, "Hey, stop it!" You're That's very it. Naughty All he has to do. <laughs> are Are you saying that he should pop out and say, "Bad robot"? <laughs> Bad. Go home now! That's the name of J.J. Abrams. But fuck it, let's go. <laughs> he yeah, never on, at any go. point tries to negotiate. He always... Would negotiate with what droids? Is he with with robots? What? What are you talking about? Phone. It's <laughs> Megaphone! <laughs> Dooku! Like, you I stop those! Stop, things stop that! <laughs> you put down those guns, Dooku! <laughs> <laughs> I'm warning you! This is absurd. Are what the fuck is he supposed to do? Well, out of ideas I am. I, I guess I know I will. I want to see that scene now. Yoda is fucking negotiating with a random <laughs> battle droid. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to kill you. He's like, but have you considered uh, all no. options? Have, have you considered not? 
Have you tried not doing that? <sighs> he just what is argued this that. Video? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> we haven't even. Like, this hit. is actually garbage. Everything is like wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is so terrible. This is best video. <laughs> this is his best video. This <laughs> goes in, guns blazing. This is it. to save the Jedi. What is wrong with you? Look at him shooting those droids like some kind of a maniacal monster. <laughs> like Yoda, no, your soul—it's getting tainted. Yoda, with the oil of droids. <laughs> This isn't how Jedi are supposed to work. They're Fuck off. <laughs> Jedi not shouldn't save Jedi. their friends. Ah. That's stupid. Uh, it hurts. Oh, that's not the point. It hurts. Man, he must have hated Return of the Jedi when Luke attacks and kills a whole bunch of people to save his friends. <laughs> he must have been like, this is not what a Jedi should do. Je Luke should be negotiating with Jabba, even though he tried several times. <laughs> Try harder. There's zero nuance and zero subtlety. These movies just tell you- There's zero nuance in Yoda assaulting the droids to prevent them from killing his friends, I guess. Okay. Yep. yep. Because that's a moment where we really needed nuance. <laughs> what, what, how do the droids feel about this? <sighs> okay. That was, a, that was a really painful segment. Yeah, was it, like- 10 seconds? That oh hurt. boy. How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, hang it in there. How about you? Hang it uh, in there. My drink is empty, though. How far? I'm over? about to get another one. I'm. Uh, <laughs> we're at seven and a half hours, folks. God, we're gonna have another. Um, it's gonna be another stream, but we finished the video. We can't even do super chats or some shit. Can't even Wait, how? Fucking Yoda and the PT, right? Jesus Christ. Droid lives matter. You flat out what is going to happen, and then those events happen. There's nothing to surprise you, and there's nothing to enjoy. There's nothing, nothing to, to enjoy. enjoy. Not even when Obi Wan Kenobi. It's, it's impossible okay. to enjoy. <laughs> what a great critic! Do you know why the prequels are bad? Because there's nothing to enjoy. Like, oh. And it's stellar. I just yeah, you I, nailed it. I am. I just don't even know what to do. Along the way, you're going to see classic characters acting stupid. You haven't qualified that outside of him saying don't be reckless and then being reckless himself, which isn't necessarily stupid, just uh, hypocritical. Got anything else for but, us? Yeah, it is kind of stupid, too. Not necessarily. Uh, I think that humans often tell people, you know, do as I say, not as I do. It's fine. All of us. I mean, I, I, I guess, but boy, it, it was really stupid to jump out and hang on a drone and expect oh, that to that, be great. Yeah, I'm not it's entirely so sure what Obi-Wan's plan was there. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I think I would agree that was stupid. <laughs> Acting out of character, but no. Remember, these are the movies that are better than the new movies. Remember, Oh, guy, here comes the bitterness. Here, come, here comes the... This, this is another EFAP bingo card thing. Their motivation becomes very clear in the last quarter. It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you for so saying weird. the sequels are better than, than the worst than the prequels. Like, oh. I see. It all makes we've sense. Really defending the prequel? We've been, I've been, this is the second EFAP in a row I've had to defend okay, the Yeah, I want to clarify accidentally defending them. This is not our intention. I don't mean to. That's not why I showed up. Good. The prequels this are terrible. is not what I signed up for. The prequels <laughs> are terrible. And here we are going to back to the. <laughs> 
Yoda commands artillery <laughs> to shoot hey, man. robots. Hey man, it, he needs to. Okay, to save his buds. I will have no hey mans to that. Hey man, commanded artillery. <laughs> no, I'm not having it. These movies understand Star Wars. The Last Jedi isn't a real Star Wars movie, but oh gosh, <laughs> Cosmo man. So when people make, like, enormous essays and hour-long videos explaining how they destroyed Luke Skywalker as a character, and his response is like, They ruined Yoda! Look at him flip! <laughs> oh. Oh no. Like, okay. Uh, Yoda should be negotiating with the droidica! <laughs> he didn't talk about so many things. It just, I'm looking for my notes, and there's so much, there's so much here to work with. I mean, man. These notes are in, like, three columns. <laughs> I, just so many. But... Like, none of these. Did he hit anything? <laughs> but this one is. I mean, this one gets to be a real Star Wars movie. What does it even mean to be a real fucking movie? <laughs> Goddamn. Is it. I mean, guess... there's, there's stuff here like, why does C3PO think it's perverse for machines to create machines? Like, there's a lot of weird lines that are just bizarre. Why does Lars let them take C3PO? Is another one. Yeah. Um, uh, it's sure insanely lucky Obi-Wan and his ship just happened to spot Dooku on his speeder. Yep. Um, there's what did I have? There's, of course, the Kumino saber dart. Uh, the oldest clones should only be 20 years by their logic. That's uh, fine. nothing basic. Yeah, possibly nothing. There's nothing here about Kamino and the Senate and 10 years of silence, but they still do it. All that stuff, he did. He just completely blew through all of that. Uh, he never talks about how the force is out of balance. Uh, eh, let's see. Obi Wan saying this weapon is your life is really weird. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Some of the shape shifting stuff. The politicians are bad. Don't trust them. It's a very simplistic view of the thing that we see constantly from the Jedi. Um, would she really choose Jar Jar for her replacement? There's nobody better. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Can you save our background? The, if Obi-Wan has the line. Yeah, the whole uh, Dexter Jester thing. If droids could think, we'd be in trouble. And how that just really muddies the water, oddly, based on what happens in sequels and what the fucking L337 Well, this is does. the thing. Star Wars has stayed Ooh. neutral on that discussion, hasn't it, for the most part, except Solo was like, la 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 la, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We want to avoid deciding that the droids not only are sentient but want rights. Let's, uh, let's chill on that one, because... Oh, jeez. So, I have a note. I have a note here for episode two. And it is that I I don't believe that you could make a planet disappear. I don't yes. believe it. Uh, there's that weird thing where he's like gravity. What is, doesn't he say? Like he he says something weird he about says, gravity. Um, yes, a missing planet is pulling in stars. Well, but didn't oh, we can't, didn't he say like um he, the way he says it? I remember saying like they should have swapped that to a different word because he says something. That made us go. Uh, oh, yeah, we, it, whatever. The way that he said it, it makes us feel like the planet is pulling around the stars because of the gravity. Yes, right. Yes, sorry. Planet. Unless I'm wrong, it. I don't see how a planet can pull a star as opposed to the stars being pulling the planets. It's 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 a weird one again to get clarification on. Um, either way, I don't believe that uh, 
the planet disappeared uh, without, like, it seems like it'd be really easy to find if you just do what he did in the film, which is just go check. <laughs> it's like, oh, there it is. I suppose the an explanation could be for that that it only recently w was deleted from their records, but again, I don't even, like, why would, why wouldn't, what, surely Palpatine would have deleted it like 10 years ago when the, when the clones were set? I don't know. He did mention the weird CGI pair. I feel like it's important that we discuss the why they pair. chose to CGI a pair instead of going to the fucking supermarket and buying a pair. But, you know, that's fine. Even more hideous. <laughs> uh, so many notes. So many notes here. And, like, none of it is... Uh, he didn't even talk... There's, there's entire segments of this video he didn't even go over. Or this movie he didn't even go over. Always so much better. Could have, but he chose not. Yeah. Nothing about yeah. Shmi in this. Apparently, it's called Star Wobble. For, according to chat, a couple people have said it. It did not appear on the screen. It's the effect yeah. planets have on stars; they wobble. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but. Uh, they, I think I think what we said wobble? was like surely they could have just said like there's gravity is being pulled to this spot. There's, there's... Well, the point is the information. And how easily accessible it is in this universe, and the fact that hyperspace travel is just a mundane thing everyone does. I don't believe you could hide a planet from archives or anything like that. Well, the logic, I guess, is that Palpatine would have forced, uh, gotten it done. Like, he would have gotten into the system, deleted it, uh, and nobody would care to check, right? In the same way that you have a bunch of filed records, and someone takes one out and destroys it, and then someone's like, by the way, I need file 11267, you know, 10 years from now, and you'd be like, oh, it's not here. Hmm. There is no file one one six seven whatever I said. Um, or do but, yeah. but the but the Kaminoans make their living as cloners for people, like specifically. Well, my, they take all these jobs and the interesting part to me, I think that we, we talked about, is just like how did they commit to this, uh, you know, request for a decade without conferring with uh, the Republic, or were they only talking to Dooku and Palpatine? Which is why when Obi-Wan shows up, they would have been like, oh, hey. And surely they would have mentioned Dooku and Palpatine. Well, you think they check in after 10 years and ask questions like, so, like, like this army, how do you want them? Like, we were growing them and everything. This is a long process. Just checking in. Unless... You want to come in and see if everything's okay? Unless or... Dooku was there all the time and was like, no, just just talk to me. I'll, I'll be your... Uh connection with the Republic. You don't need they're, to contact them. They're literally only going through one guy to make an army. It's so fucking Yeah, I don't know. It's very risky, like isn't it? It feels, it feels like it could fall apart at any moment. It's like one phone call to the Senate, and everyone's like, wait, what? An army where? And there goes that. If Anakin had decided to show up on Tatooine a month ago, Shmi would be happy and safe. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's mm. contradictory info from Lars. Um, and there's a scene where Anakin does more investigation work than Mando does oh, in yeah. the whole season. Of the Lars was like, <clears throat> um, I'd still be out there looking for her if not for my leg. And then later on he says, she's dead, son. <laughs> you like, accept, what? Yeah, Anakin, your mom's dead and you should accept it. It's like, it's oh, really I thought, weird. Oh. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's some stuff. He's avoided all of it, obviously. Except for like one or two points, I guess. Uh, catches up to guys, minutes we still she have one more to go. Three out of ten, I hate that you all made me do this. We didn't. Didn't, didn't yeah. You chose yeah. to do it. And you didn't it's do a very channel, good man. job.
I messed up. No, you didn't mess up your voice. You forgot to do the voice. Nah. He took a break because he you got so upset. Oh, so, oh man, look how mad he was. And of course, Going. you wouldn't need to put that in the video because you can edit the gaps. And yet, he decided <gasps> he needed to tell us this because he's just so upset about the prequels. He's so God damn it, don't put it prequels. <laughs> This is it, guys. The last prequel. And this is the one that people say is the good one. Oh, and I will admit that it's not nearly as bad as the other two. But All right, progress. It's still not good. Watching Attack of the Clones really fucked me up, guys. But I'm going to be honest. When I got to this movie, I was ready to tear into it. But it's not as bad as I remember. However, this movie still has all the same problems as the last two, except this You guys excited for citations? You guys super excited? Let's do this, man. I've Woo, pumped. I feel Fine, like I've been feel... disappointed too many times, <laughs> and I'm only setting myself up for failure if I expect to. This is the this is the one that's gonna get chat fucking pissed, I guarantee you. There's a lot of Revenge of the... <laughs> Some people, there's many in chat, think Revenge of the Sith is the best Star Wars film. So, Cosmo, They're wrong. bring your arguments, because you're gonna need them, okay? You're gonna need them. Mm. Feel like you're in a coma while you're watching it. This is the movie that people meme on the most, and I think these memes have kind of convinced everyone that this movie's better than that, it that, is. That, 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 that's known. You don't get to do that. You well, said that as long as you're having fun. Intentions. As long as you're having fun. Like the room where it's a film that's gotten prestige through being hated on. If you're making memes out of it and having fun with all the content, then surely by not leaving you empty, the film is good. <gasps> Mm, uh -oh. is because if we have all these fun memories of it then it can't be that bad of a movie right uh, well i mean if you have fun with it how can you possibly say it's bad yeah i thought that was his whole thing yeah mm -hmm. just, i'm just, just saying bro mm. kind of reminds me of another movie i've talked about with spider-man 2 is really fucking good and you're wrong <laughs> shut up spider-man 2 is wrong does he know? Wait, he doesn't think Spider-Man 2 is good? Do you remember, Rags? He's, he's like... Wait, he doesn't? Well... No, I've blocked some of this out of my memory, perhaps subconsciously. I should probably... We should probably just rewatch that EFAP. <laughs> I can't remember what his takes I, were exactly. I, I feel like I need to after is a that, while. Also, hey. what a way to appeal. Like, hey, Revenge of the Sith may be fondly remembered, but it's bad. Just like Spider-Man 2. <laughs> it's like, wait, Spider what? Spider-Man 2 is amazing! <laughs> It's the best of the Raimi trilogy. The first one's good. This one's stellar. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. The rabid fan base. Oh, I'm just goofing. New boot goofing. Nah. Rabid fan base. I mean, pretty much all fan bases are rabid to a degree because it's just humans. But uh, if you're going to bring some shitty arguments to the table, you're going to make people angry. It's already true. Do you remember what he said that... Uh, I'll never forget this. Aunt May overreacted when she was told he had a hand in uh, Ben's death <laughs> by leaving the room. <laughs> what a dumb bitch! <laughs> Fucking dumb bitch! I can't. It's like, wow, dude, really? Uh. Oof. Uh. Now, this movie is set during the Clone War. Okay. War! <laughs> this title crawl explains that Coruscant was attacked and Palpatine was kidnapped off screen. What the fuck, man? Why does that need to be on screen? Why is that a problem? To... Yeah, he Please was kidnapped. Qualify why this is a problem. And now, yeah, you're supposed to watch the Clone Wars. No, card. don't move I on. Don't I don't no. care if I was supposed to watch that or not. I don't care. It's not relevant. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care. Tuned to see that stuff happening, and it's really cool in that show. But come the fuck on, dude! If I'm showing someone these movies for the first time, this is the dumbest shit ever. 
come the fuck on, dude. If I'm showing a new hope to someone for the first time, they want to see how those plans were first gotten. Can't just skip yeah, over that. Oh, yeah, fuck, fuck Rogue One. Yeah, why become evil? <laughs> By the way, please skip you the sequels and nothing will happen. They, uh, they want you to see Rogue One, but come on, dude. This is a terrible point. Terrible, terrible, terrible point. What a shock. This is where we begin. <laughs> This incredibly significant event is just not shown at all. What do you mean? He's captured. How it happened isn't important. In fact, there's less is. reason to know how it happened now of all times because we know that he could have orchestrated it deliberately himself, like captured himself, if you know what I mean. That's probably this, what... I mean, they, there's so many ways he could do it. Either way, if you think he orchestrated it or he didn't, he's still captured. I don't understand why we need to see how he was captured. If he's going to argue like, oh, we need to, you know, get into the actual subtitles. Well, I'm sure he's not going to make that argument because this is the most action-packed opening a Star Wars movie could have. That's an absolute clusterfuck. Honestly, that would have been a really fucking cool intro to the movie. As opposed to what we got? Uh, I quite like what we got. Yeah, the opening scene was good stuff. I mean, yeah, it would have made the movie really long, but I don't know. You can trim some of this other dumb shit. You've not specified why we need to see Palpatine getting shit? kidnapped. What dumb shit? Anakin and Obi-Wan talking together? Yes, dumb. Is there I don't know they do too much of that in the prequels. Yeah, because I thought you were complaining. You were bitching about the Phantom Menace, how Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon don't have enough interaction time. I, what, I, hmm. Brain. Whatever. Melting. I don't even know what you want. Help. Help. I don't even know what you want. Any significance to the Kashyyyk scenes? No, they just wanted to. Sh what? The like four seconds. How do you trim the Kashyyyk scenes? They're pretty quick, and the, the, they're only you know the, the point of them is that this is an example of the war that is happening all over the galaxy. How do you how do you get rid of those? I don't if they weren't in there, he'd be bitching that they say there's a war, but we never really <laughs> see. This is insane. Oh, yeah, you know he would. Why do we need to see Palpatine's kidnapping? I, I still need to know this. He hasn't explained why, other than I think it would be cool. Like, oh. Show us Chewbacca, and why does Chewbacca look like that? Is it just me, or does he look younger? weird in this movie? Oh. What's wrong with your face? He looks, he looks 30 years younger? I don't know, yeah. I don't I know. I don't, I don't have a problem with how he looks. He looks pre-solo The hand is tipped. Oh, also, the title crawl tells us that there are heroes on both sides. <laughs> Evil is everywhere. What the fuck does that mean? You don't know no. what that means? Okay. Uh, Perhaps well, the distinction between good and evil is not so cut and dry as one might think. So, e e evil is everywhere is reference to how Palpatine is a badman, and he's in charge of the good guys right now. That's... that's what it is. Evil um, everywhere. Yeah. What? There are thousands of solar systems who believe, and very justifiably so, that the Senate is corrupt and needs to be broken away from. And Count Dooku is and one of the many for the heroes. Of their planet. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of ways to infer that easily. I don't even know what what what's the part that he takes problem with. There aren't any heroes on the evil side? Oh, yeah, no. What I open up my saying? What I open up my saying? And he did it. I mean, Dooku's not a yeah. hero, he's a bad guy. <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> That's simple. Nobody yeah, liked I, Dooku, sure not even not the bad guy. I'm sure not going to reference at the end where Newt Gunray said, but we had peace. Lord we finally Sidious had it, we finally got peace, guys, and he's getting killed. George, you need to proofread your work. So anyway, this movie starts That's with not something... Proofreading. You need to fucking you proof proofreading your videos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
You're not gonna get woof. Something unique to Star Wars. A long take. And right off the bat, it shows us that this movie is actually fucking trying. Now, some oh, people would say that a okay. long take doesn't count if it's a CGI long take. But that's not actually true at all. What's wrong yeah, with they, this? they would be very, very stupid to say something like that. That would be yeah. very, very, very bad of them. But it looks like he doesn't yeah. agree with it, which is nice. Actually takes a lot of work. In fact, that sounds like Who a response to Plinkett, because I'm pretty sure Plinkett says that the fact that it's a one-shot isn't impressive because it's CGI, which is so wrong it hurts. Mm, it did. Wrong, wrong, yeah, wrong. Dumb. To have a computer render this much shit all at once without cutting. The guys over at the Corridor crew actually have a really good video explaining this better than my dumbass can. Basically, artists have to go in, and then little by little they build up pieces of it on like individual simulations or setups or environments, and they render them all out one by one, they just put it all together layer by layer. Yeah, well this is this is not just an argument for why CGI one-shots are... In fact, I wouldn't even argue that this is, yeah, this is why CGI one-shots are good, this is just why CGI shouldn't be ignored. CGI is not easy. It's not something we should just go, ah, oh, fuck, a CGI doesn't count as being good anymore. It's like, hmm, I don't know about that. They were lazy, so they did a CGI, so it's bad. Yeah, like... Yeah, the, like a CGI is way easier to do than, but, you know... Uh, as we've explained stuff. before, if you have a one-shot of a chair for ten minutes, and then you're like, oh, it was all authentic and done with film, I'd be like, um, okay. <laughs> good job. But you have one that's entirely CGI, meaning there's no... Because the obvious thing people would say is that when you're filming it for real, everybody has to nail whatever they're doing. Everything has to be timed the way it's supposed to be. You know, it's there's a lot of risk. It's going to be really tough. You have to do it multiple times. While with CGI, it's a series of building blocks that can't go wrong necessarily. There's no like, oh, we tried it that time and it failed. It's just like, no, they're building it until it's completed. One shots do more than just be long. This is something that annoys me. Uh, it's actually... I mean, I... The CGI one shot is like a tool assisted speed run where you all just set it up piece by piece, play it out. You know, you could make all these adjustments as you, you create it as you go and you build it up and then hit play at the end. So if I wanted but, to be uh, a video essayist, pedanti, uh, I'm trying to think of words that make me sound gay. Like, that's my point, right? Super gay. Okay. I'd be like, look, you start with the two ships being Obi-Wan and Anakin, our protagonists that we're very familiar with. They cycle across a Republic ship. That's, that's good guys, army, space, and then they cycle into a huge war with all these different people, the wider context, across Coruscant, which is the planet where everything takes place Senate-wise, supposed to be peaceful and safe. The highlight being that the war is at its, like, peak of conflict, and we know that Palpatine's been kidnapped too. It's like, this is, we've just rushed right into high stakes, and we even had a nice little one-shot to bring us in from things that are familiar... Uh, to a broader one. These are the things I'd want to appeal to. I'm talking about why it's a good one-shot, as opposed to CGI artists work really hard, because that's got nothing to do with the one-shot, as far as I'm concerned. That's just CGI artists work really hard, which I agree with. Yep. So yeah, uh, I th I just, I like talking about, I like one-shots. I think this is, this is established lore about me on EFAP. Yeah, but in the end, we are agreeing with Cosmo. The, uh, we yeah, should not, you should not yeah. discount CGI. So yeah, I think this is a really cool opening, only ruined by the fact that we need to watch Anakin fight these dumb gimmicky robots. And that's kind of a problem that this whole movie has. You it might find... Them R2 what was that, sorry? It's R2 that... He scrapes them off of Obi-Wan's ship. Yeah, you could, I can argue. It's a fight between them all, I guess. ...yourself almost enjoying a scene but it just doesn't stop.
the scenes in this movie go on for way too long. They really okay. overstay their welcome. Uh, oh, also, we now so? have Anakin doing something that he didn't do at all in the uh, last movie. No, don't move on. I was gonna oh. say, I guess we're just not gonna qualify that, like, give examples. I'm interested in that, what do you mean? Things go on for longer yeah, than they I... should. It's like, oh. He's just saying, so the, the Grievous chase? Yeah, I Didn't guess. need to happen? I guess, I guess so. It goes on for I... too long? I yep, guess, I that's what he said. I, mean, I don't think we needed a chase sequence as part of that, but... Well, I'm okay with yeah, it because yeah. it took them to a secluded area where Grievous was trying to escape. That makes sense to me, and it allows them to have a private fight. Sure. And so you got to get there. you got to put Grievous in danger, and so he's got to go there. Like, you didn't have to show it, you could have montaged it, where it's like they start chasing and then we cut back to them later and they're at the end of the chase or something, but I don't see the problem in having the chase. Yeah, seemed fine to me. Yeah, that's fair. Good deeds. I'm gonna go help him out. See, in episode two, Anakin is really fucking sinister. But it feels like George was like, oh shit, I made him too evil. I gotta remind people that he's supposed to be a good guy. And now in this movie, he feels like a completely different character than he was in the last one. I think a good deeds from Attack of the Clones that are pretty blatant, I guess outside of protecting Padme. Mm. Uh, protects Padme, protects, um, uh... I think it just shows that once he gets pushed to his limit, he's not above killing people. And so in this, in Revenge of the Sith, he's getting pushed to his limit constantly, which is why he snaps. If anything, it makes more sense, but... Plus, I mean, he's significantly older than before. He's learned a lot and changed a few. It's kind of ridiculous for him to think that he's going to stay the way he is. Although I guess we would have, it would have been nice if we could at least see a little bit of it somehow. Because I do, my, my brain's going to when he's like, he's almost a stick in the mud about going to try and save Obi-Wan, if you remember, in Attack of the Clones. And Padme's like, lol, we're going. He's like, mm, okay. Yeah, and he says, no, we can't save him. And then he did the whole, you know, massacre thing. And he'd had that weird authoritarian stint speech to Padme. And he was super upset that they couldn't make it work, but they do. But in secret, at the end, um, uh, I think it's a weirdism. So the criticism would then be: Does it feel jarring that he's like, "I want to help those clones. I don't want them to die." Um, I'm not sure. To me, it wasn't that big a change. I mean, maybe it was just a little bit of a brow raiser because they're clone troopers and shit. I guess my issue is like, but... I don't think he was, he's not really been in any positions to have expressed that kind of concern previous in, in Attack of the Clones. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a time where he could have maybe. I mean, when Padme falls out of the ship, he's like, no. Yeah, but that's Padme, so. Could you yeah. call that. The flaw in the construction, or would that be overextending? I'm not sure how I feel about it, because uh, the idea that he, it, it, the, the criticism is almost like, he wouldn't care about the clones, right? And I'd be like, I don't think we have a reason to believe he would or would not. We're sort of in a place yeah. where he could. Hmm. Um, a lot of people are saying that he's had development. I'm just trying to argue that uh, is it possible that Attack of the Clones, Anakin, would care about people's lives, and I'm like, I think, I think so. He's just, he's got even self-admitted in Attack of the Clones to be like, I'm frustrated about uh, 
I'm frustrated that I isn't he like he comments on how he shouldn't be feeling as angry as he is about Obi Wan. Something yeah. to that effect, I recall. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure there are lines about how he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't be this angry." Yeah, like so he's angry. he's working on it. Okay, I, I get that I impression. I don't get the impression he's working on it. Just that he knows that he shouldn't be and shrug. Maybe him saying we should go help the clones is him working on it, Theo. You don't know. No. Yeah, you don't know. I will it's, not it, give the prequel trilogy Anakin the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's definitely not as jarring as, say, you know, loving Luke turning into a murderer or anything like that. So I almost want to throw it out there as something of a criticism that we don't get as much of an opportunity for Anakin to express any kind of morality throughout the PT. He At the most, really it's... In that capacity... When that's a large part of the PT. It's Do you mean like term. him establishing shoulds and shouldn'ts? Well, establishing that he was what really he good to begin in. with. Yeah, that he was yeah, when, the friend Obi-Wan talked about. Yeah, he just does things and we have no idea why. Like, why is he the way he is? How did he arrive at that point? Why is he falling from some better place? If he was at that better place, morally, do we see it? Because he seems he like a, really a, a was whiny. In that place. Yeah, he was. He's always whiny, upset, angsty. Like, it where just... is this good, amazing Anakin? That... Yeah, I, I think I think it's fair that we don't get enough of that. I think that's fair. Is he wondering where that Anakin Obi Wan talked about is, and why none of the Jedi talked to him or, like, you know, helped? He's the weird one. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Down. And then it, and it doesn't help when we have these. Like, I can't empathize with Anakin. He's not a very, like, cool guy. You know, there's nothing about him that I connect with or that I sympathize with. He's just kind of an annoying whiner who does dumb things a lot. A lot of people are saying it's in the Clone Wars. It's like, yeah, yeah. But. It ain't in the How about movies? putting in the movies? That the Clone Wars doesn't make it any better. So it does if you watch. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think you're I, saying I have right. a group of friends that have gone through it, and they mm, not they don't think it fixes it at all. I just I just don't think we should be advocating for that anyway. That I think the prequels yeah. should do I it agree. themselves. External resources. Not a fan. These jarring character shifts are not justified within this narrative. We are supposed to see him killing Dooku as a bad thing, but based on everything we've seen in the series so far, there's nothing wrong with him killing Dooku. Yes, there is. Whoa. Hang on, I'm hearing some echo back What? Whoa. You just said there's nothing wrong with him killing Dooku? Whoa. There's something wrong with that. He even so, says, I shouldn't have done that. He um, knows immediately uh, that he fucked up. I'm just gonna go basics here, like, uh, unarmed prisoner executing them when they deserve a fair trial under your own values. That That's just, wow. Anakin even says before he kills Dooku, no, he should go to trial. He could serve justice. I want to repeat that one. That one shocked me. Last one. But these jarring character shifts are not justified within this narrative. We are supposed to see him killing Dooku as a bad thing, but based on everything we've seen in the series so far, there's nothing wrong with him killing Dooku. Nope. It, it, yep. 
That's nuts to me. That's there's insane. A, there's a big difference. But he said Obi Wan was supposed there's to. There's a big difference between killing Maul here and killing Dooku. He so Maul oh. is armed. He oh. just, Maul has a weapon. <laughs> he just They're fighting. Murdered your friend. There's a there's there's a world of difference here, Cosmos. How do you not see this? It's not the same thing at all. Oh, killing Maul's fine, nuts. but killing Dooku isn't. It's like, oh boy. Killing people with weapons. It's the same as killing people without weapons who are defenseless and who have surrendered. Did you see the look on Dooku's face? He's actually, like, upset and sad. He's like, please don't kill me. <laughs> please don't kill. I'm... I'm... I'm flawed. I, I, I like that he's like, Anakin did good. Why is... why is the... why are they framing this like it's a bad thing? Dooku was a bad man. Like, <laughs> okay. Bear Darth Maul. Our heroes never spared any of the enemies That's they... That's literally... He's shooting at him! He's, he's trying to kill him! <laughs> shooting a, he's shooting a gun out of the cliff! These are not comparable! <laughs> you can't do this! <laughs> what the fuck? Ah. Oh. By the way, we have rules like this in real life? I was about to say this happens in real life. This is a thing in real life. Someone's shooting at you in a war, shoot back. If that person's yeah. like dying on the floor with no weapons and you've captured everyone around him and it's all over, you don't just fucking execute them like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> they just suck. They're bad. This is insane. And, and to think I thought that this was going to be the easy part. Damn it. Wow. Why are you even wow. saying this? You want to establish that the film is wrong for framing Anakin executing an unarmed prisoner as a bad thing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the bad thing is the fact that we see Palpatine manipulating Anakin, and Anakin recognizes what he's done is bad. It is definitely bad what he does. There is no... I, I don't know what information you could possibly give to say otherwise. I've been mindlessly mowing down. I just like to think that everybody told Anakin that bad guys have to stand trial, even though they don't follow that rule themselves. Anakin says that to himself so, before so, he kills Dooku. So you can't... You say they don't follow that rule themselves with Palpatine and some... Mundu. Windu is very clear <laughs> that... The reason he doesn't want to do it with Palpatine is because he has control of the Senate. Getting the Senate to vote on whether or not he should be executed is going to be difficult when he fucking has so much influence. All he has to do is say, hey, they dangerous. tried to kill me. Left alive. They're trying to kill me because I'm trying to prevent them from taking over the whole fucking galaxy. Don't let the Jedi trick you into thinking that I'm here to, you know, mess things up. They're lying. That's why Mace Windu is like, we got to fucking get rid of him. And at any so point, Palpatine really has that argument. Palpatine can shoot lightning from his hands whenever he wants, apparently. So, like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, what's what, like you're gonna they put handcuffs on him? Like, that's fine, right? It'll do it. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it just doesn't actually inhibit me in any way. No, you can't do it now. He's too no, dangerous to be kept alive. You don't even follow your own rules, basically, do. <laughs> Again, if you stop to think about the movie, it makes a lot less sense. This part um, makes total sense yep, the more you what think you've, about it. Once again, you highlight something that, if anything, can be considered a strength of the film, and then you say, like, lol, stupid writers. Good job. <laughs> this is the movie where Anakin's supposed to fall to the dark side, but his fall is not very convincing. From a storytelling perspective, it makes no sense. Um, also, yeah, no, no, no problemo, Anna, if you want to hop out for a bit. Um, uh-huh. 
good luck with the uh, the comic campaign. Do you want to tell people how to yeah, find absolutely. that and stuff before you go? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, sorry, guys, my campaign is in its like final hour and thirty <gasps> minutes, so uh, Damn. I'm doing a a comic book cover, and so it's live on Indiegogo, and uh, it's almost at the final stretch goal, and so I'm just gonna go over to my friend's channel and chill that for the next couple hours, but I will be back for super chats because I have a feeling you guys will still be going. Awesome. Yeah, do you want to link to your? Uh, did you want to link to your thing? Yeah, I, uh, I've got it. It's it's uh, that Star Wars guild prevent prevents <laughs> presents <laughs> Vampirella. Uh, yeah. I oh no, Vampirella, I have to stop her. Hmm. One moment. Do do do. Yes, I'm gonna tap out for an hour or two. But mm -hmm. I will. Have a fun time watching the rest of this. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> be great. Right. Thanks for having me on. I'll, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, yeah you sure. Good see luck with the uh, with Vampirella. Thank you. Bye. 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 Well, Toodles. See you later. That. What is that? The third kill for Cosmo now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Doing well. Know, uh, up like movie Bob. <laughs> yeah, everyone's lasted a while. No, movie Bob would have killed everyone much quicker. <laughs> Not me. I think Muller and I have developed an immunity at this point. If anything, We've been he, he, can, he can power us. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, because I only come in like halfway through move Movie Bob, so it's like a, a cheat. Sense that he changes I... his mind so quickly based on no information. Um, That's he not changed no his mind on no... I say it's what weak he... information. Changed his mind on... What so, do you mean changed his mind? I can't believe I have to establish this. At least this is what I think I have to establish. Anakin wants Padme to live. He's convinced through manipulation that she's going to die unless he joins and embraces the dark side to gain enough power to be able to prevent her from dying. Palpatine mm -hmm. basically says, I can get that sword for you, but uh, you're going to have to do some other stuff for me. I think the failure here is the strength of the relationship that we see and how their chemistry is, which is really important when the whole point of him turning is supposed to be his love for her. I draw the, the line at the youngling killing. That's where I'm like, mm, I don't believe it. Um, others, like the, the Windu one, I'm okay with that. I think I can see that, especially when you put him in a desperate situation, like he has to make a decision on, on the fly. Uh, assaulting the Jedi Temple, I'm like, ooh... Guess yeah, so. I don't even. I don't know if I. I, I need to know how he got to there from uh, the scene with Mace and Palpatine. Yeah, he seemed really upset that he killed Mace Windu, and now I was like, "Well, and suddenly the he's Lucon, resolute. Guess, all the way." Suddenly, yeah, he's resolutely leading. Yeah, because he's like, I submit myself. He's he's like they have dialogue to try and explain to us that Anakin's like I will do anything. He, I think he actually says I will do anything you ask, right? It seems like he's like desperately throwing his lot in with Palpatine, but yeah, uh, I think that could have been handled a lot better. Oh, yeah. really? Anything? I'd go and kill all the Jedi, I suppose. <laughs> kill? You mean it. It. Would you would you kill children? Would, would, is that this fast? Go. If you're willing to kill yeah, children, then like, oh, yes, well, go for it. I'll like do anything two for you. Tales about Plagueis the Wise prepared. Oh. But anyway, we'll talk more about that when we get to the actual shift in morality. Daddy. 
Do I look? As a whole, this opening encounter isn't really all that bad. There's even some cute banter between Obi-Wan and Anakin. But this is really distracting to me because this is the first time out of all the prequels where you feel like the story being told to you is actually worth telling. Wait, what was he holding on to? Uh, I guess the idea, it's weird. Looks like an elevator cable. But if he was unconscious, then what was he holding on well, to? Well, I'm assuming they want us to believe that Anakin was holding his arm that was wrapped around his shoulder. Yeah. I guess. Alright. Um, looks weird. But he, he said this is the first time it feels like the story is, do you say necessary? I forget, I was too... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw him back between Obi-Wan and Anakin, but this is really distracting to me because this is the first time out of all the prequels where you feel like the story being told to you is actually worth telling. I think one of my criticisms of this was, what happens if Palpatine, like, can't physically hold on? Yes, to like, force, there were times when Palpatine levitate. could have been killed here. He... It, what ha what if he had to save himself in some way using the Force? Oh yeah, I think we talked about that, and it would have been cool... Yeah. If, like, unbeknownst to them, he actually used the Force in some way to save himself from something, and he was just like, yeah, yeah I'm not doing anything. Yeah. The trilogy ends early when he falls to the bottom and explodes. Well, we know that doesn't kill him, so... I thought they'd be more... <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh... Fuck me. Because it seems like this plan, <laughs> he is, he's making a huge gamble with this plan. Like, he could die so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly does. Oh, do you mean, like, when they crash landing and shit? Yeah. I mean, once you've even got to the point of it being a crash landing with half a ship, I think he's like, ooh, this wasn't in the plan. If it was when, uh, when the thingy opens, the, um, you know, the airlock or whatever, temporarily, yeah. it, the look of shock on his face, he's like, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't think he expected Grievous to go with the fuck you option, I guess. Well, that's the thing, Grievous doesn't know that he's him, right? Yeah. Dooku did. Yes. Did Dooku know? Grievous is another degree of separation, right? Did Did Dooku know that Palpatine was Sidious? Do we have any concrete information on that? I don't think... I feel like maybe... Because the look he because gave him, right? Because remember in episode 2, in episode he... 2, he says to Obi-Wan, he's like, by the way, uh, I think the council is being controlled by a Sith, my dude. Uh, we need to get to the bottom of this. And Obi-Wan's like, I'm not joining you. I think, well... It's Dooku's reaction to him being like, do it. Made me think, like, oh, Dooku probably did know, right? He was like, wait, whoa, you're supposed to be hey, whoa, my, my friend, though. Okay, anyway. This is the only sequence out of all of the movies that's almost consistently enjoyable. So he, his logic is, it's, it's a scene, it's the first time you feel like it's worth seeing because it's enjoyable. That's, that's the through line there. So yeah, I mean, that's just self-fulfilling. If his logic is it's only worth seeing if you enjoy it, and it's the only scene you enjoyed, it's just like, oh. Alright then. He's currently playing okay. a scene on screen where they've just been arbitrarily caught. Yeah, I was gonna say, this isn't no, a particularly no, great moment. If I could rewrite the prequels, I would just have them set during this movie. If we put the romantic subplot and the Jedi-Sith conflict into the backdrop of the war, it makes things a lot more exciting. I mean, this shit's called Star Wars, and episodes 1 and 2 don't even take place during a war. Yeah! I don't have a lot of bad things to say about yeah, the opening know, of this movie, except the planet. Yeah, I feel like your definition of war doesn't include what happens at the end of Phantom Menace, really. There's plenty of war to go around. Also, I shall be right back. Okie dokie.
I suppose I will be back in a moment as well. I will take this opportunity to Oh, shit. It's just you and me now, Theo. We can hijack this entire thing. Yeah, more dead air. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. <coughs> Is it Fuck. working? Damn it. You ruined it. Yeah, shit. Okay, well, I guess we're now we need to talk about something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, out of all three prequel movies, what would you say is uh, the worst one? Because Cosmo couldn't seem to figure it out between uh, one or two. Uh, let me think. It's... Mm, I want to... I almost want to say two, because that film is abjectly horrible to look at, and it contains <laughs> some of the stuff I hate the most, but it's kind of yeah. hard to beat how just replaceable one is. Yeah, one was pretty bad, um, but uh, I would also have to go with two as well because, like, it has some of the worst lines in there. Um, and the thing of it hello. is, there's this. Hello, just kind of talking about which uh, which of the three prequel movies were the worst among the uh, three. Phantom and I think you you think of the first one is. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the second one. I think I probably just about get with the second one being worse mm -hmm. it's tough because the first and second are both pretty darn close yeah, but i think pretty bad. yeah okay yeah. but i'm it's not exactly that's not a very strong position i hold <laughs> yeah exactly. i don't feel like i don't feel like there's a lot riding on me particularly saying that one is a little bit worse than the other yeah this is well. not exactly a high stakes game i'm playing here <laughs> I think we can both agree. We can all agree that they're they're both quite tragic. Yeah, tragic. It, it, it seems so. Yeah, it seems so weird too that we're we we've spent like this entire episode defending it, and yet we're like, I, yeah, it might even shame. get confusing that a I lot gotta, of people tuning in are thinking is wait, does that mean that this thing is good? I'm like, no, no, it's terrible, very bad. I mean, if accuracy is the most important thing. And if you get your shit wrong about terrible films, I I am forced into a position where I have to defend accuracy, which means, by extension, defending the Phantom Menace and the Clone Wars. And what an interesting um, position. So a lot of these Phantom Menace notes he never talks about. Why does the blockade shoot at our heroes as they escape Naboo? Do they not need her for the treaty signing? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, really weird stuff. Um... A lot of stuff, a lot of notes that. Mm. I, this movie's really bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've just accepted this Mandalorian review is going to be long as shit. I just just accept it. <laughs> how long uh, you, you are right watch now? Watch it in one sitting. Is will it be longer than the Fallout review? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I I there's, there's probably a lot more to say. Yeah, and I want to be really, really thorough. I want this to kind of be the best video I've ever done. I want this to be my return to YouTube proper sort of video. And then I have other stuff lined up afterwards. I've actually started a couple other videos. But I then I had to decide, do I want to do a couple little ones, then the big one? Or do I want to lead off with the really big one that'll tide people over for longer than... No, so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, making a big explosive return. It's just like, yeah, really yeah, put some wind in your sails. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna fuck up some bad writing. Mm. Fuck it up. Mm. I'm gonna take this show to the forward command post. You're gonna execute it like Yoda does. Yeah. Go Um. Yeah. So, um, what else? Uh, what else is going on in your world? Uh, who are you talking to? Oh, just anyone who cares to answer. Um, y'all, I'm well, talking to y'all. Y'all, yep, y'all, yep. Accurate. Uh, oh, I got my carry gun recently. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I still got more processes before I'm actually comfortable taking it with me, but uh, right. I got it now. Got nice to get to that carry insurance. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. But you know, you got to get the license itself. The office has actually opened up recently. They, you know, obviously they're not going to give you the license over the internet. So I had to wait until the offices were open. Yeah. I uh, got to get the carry insurance. I got to make sure I get the right holster and the belt, make sure I'm not printing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure you're not printing. Yeah. You can't see it through my clothes. Oh, yeah. Because I am mean, Florida. We don't dress very thick. So. We have to uh, we have to be pretty smart about that sort of shit. What did you get? I got the P three sixty five. All right. Well, what I do is in the summer, uh, in the winter, you don't have to because you wear more clothes that are typically longer. Sure. Um, I have this little. Let me go to Amazon and give you a link. What I do is I basically have this pouch. It's a, it's a Molly pouch, but it has um, these straps that you close and you can put them on your belts just like normal belt. And it's basically a belt pouch and it's small enough to where my gun and my phone can fit inside. So you can wear that externally on the side and it just looks like someone's carrying a pouch and like keep uh, my phone in there too. Gotcha. Now I'm, yeah, yeah, definitely an option. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do the, um, the inner, the inner holsters that goes um, beneath the waistband. And uh, it's going to be at the four o'clock. And maybe yeah. in the pocket, too. It'll depend on what I'm wearing. All right. So that's that's the plan. So that's what yeah, I did. Those are all right in the summer or in the winter. But in the summer, part of it, you got shorter clothes. So when you go out to stores and stuff and you're bending down and moving around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I realize I am going to get I need to get some, you know, cargo shorts, maybe some XL shirts. And uh, stuff I like that. Want... But for the most part, going to uh, probably also just get the put it in the pocket. It's small enough. Uh, yeah, I suppose if it fits. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely does. Have you seen the P365? Uh, Fucking no. thing's tiny. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, call, I don't it... like mine in my pocket. I know I wouldn't keep it in my pocket. I mean, I wouldn't either. But, you know, I don't. Well, I mean, you, you considered it just a moment ago. Well, I mean, it's it, it's an option if I'm in really thin clothing. I, I, I would prefer the four o'clock holster. But if I have to, I will definitely put it in the pocket. It is small enough. All right. I am I am a Floridian, remember? So it's like it's constant sunshine. All right. Up to you. I wouldn't yeah, for two reasons. One being I, I don't trust it. Just hit, sitting around in the pocket. I think that's very secure. 
Well, it's not going to be. It's not going to be without its holster. Absolutely not. Not not going to be without its holster. That's ridiculous. So some people do that, and that's like fucking weird. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a really dumb idea. (laughs) It's in the holster, whether it's in the waistband or not. It's staying in the damn holster. Oh, don't get one of those. I don't know if they're called. Let me double check. Uh, Do not get one of the. Are they called Kydex? No, it's not Kydex. It's so there are some holsters where they, <clears throat> sorry, they're like made of plastic. This this plastic material, mm-hmm. and they have a little tab, and you press the tab to release the gun from the holsters. I what, would like highly recommend spring it at you, huh? Like what is it? Spring it at you or something? No, it's just it. the gun, they're made for specific models. And when you put the gun in the holster, it clicks into place securely. And sure. to be able to pull it out, there's a tab on the side of the holster that you press in, and then it releases from the holster. And that I would recommend against great. those. I would heavily yeah, recommend against them. Doesn't sound great. I'll just stick to pulling it out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Pretty new at this, so I'm just kind of like I'm not really gonna do a whole lot of online shopping. If I could find a store and get some like word from some experts, it's like yeah, fuck, absolutely. So, a lot of holsters are very che- the ones that I use the most are very very cheap. I'm sure there are, there are expensive ones, absolutely. However, the ones I use are quite they're they're very inexpensive and they work just fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's what I was doing lately. And then, of course, I ate at one favorite restaurant open today. Happy about that. Good day. I haven't been to a restaurant in a long time, it seems. I don't oh, go too much great. as it is, but I haven't been able to go out with anybody. Really haven't been able to just sort of enjoy the food of places I, I like. But they've opened up, right? Um, Some places probably are. But I haven't gone to them in a long time. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. I. Uh, this was oh, a place that I like to go. Really. Than others. <laughs> yeah. No fucking kidding. Yeah. I. Um. I like to go to this place pretty regularly. So to see them back again was really great. They expanded their outdoor seating. Uh. They. They spread out the chairs. They gave. They put out like disposable silverware and menus and cups and shit. So it's like, yeah, that is how you open up. That's how you do it. So, good times. Um, Hello. Video talk. Yeah. Hey, there's the boy. Yes. We were just talking about. Oh, um, <laughs> I like how people are gonna speculate. It's like, Bola never leaves EFAP streams for upwards of fucking twelve hours. He's left like four times with this one. What the fuck's <laughs> happening? Is what he okay? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we know Brax mm. has to piss all the time. So what the? <laughs> breaks to just go. Oh, okay. Like, you know, keep it together. Well. Yeah. So yeah. what's up? Cry. Oh well. Uh, we, how long have we got now? Two and a half plus five, seven and a half minutes for him to convince us that not only is Revenge of the Sith shit, but the whole prequel story was poop. Also, uh-huh. I feel like a sub goal. I feel like a sub goal of his video is proving that the prequels are worse than the sequels. Which, by the way, does anyone feel convinced? <laughs> it's like, ah, mm. I don't know. If the prequels are not worse than the sequels. The sequels are definitely worse than the prequels. The prequels are bad, but the sequels are a whole new level of catastrophically horrible. Um, yeah, I would they say don't know which way is that. Up. What? Yeah. <laughs> However, 
I think that if you are going into this wanting to be convinced that these are bad or being like legitimately and honestly skeptical and wanting to be proved, you know, want to have this point proven, this video is probably not going to do it. No, this is a very, very weak argumentation here. And I worry <laughs> for Cosmonaut if he lousy. honestly thinks this is his best. Yeah, I worry for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you think this is again, good, that's sort of the problem. Because by the way, and this isn't going to matter because who the hell is going to? He's just he's just not going to watch any of this, let alone this moment. But um. Sure, he's perfectly amicable, uh, amicable and civil, and that he has good intentions or whatever, and that we've not actually really attacked the character of Cosmonaut that much, outside of being frustrated that he makes a, a lot of statements that oh, yeah, are quite mean in broad terms to a lot of different fads and stuff. But it's like, eh, fine, it's all in jest, it's fine. We're simply I'm saying... Unironically... I'm unironically certain that he can do better. Yes. Oh, and I think what's funny is we know he can. He did a great review on uh, Senua's Sacrifice. He did a good job. I, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just speaking He's like capable. Me <laughs> mechanically speaking, this video alone could be way better if he was just accurate. It's kind of a yeah, same accurate. process with like movies where we're like, you can't hurt yourself by adhering to re, you know, the consistency. <laughs> it won't hurt your video. Mm. Yeah that it does kill the pacing a lot. The first quarter of this movie is pretty exciting, but then the movie gets really boring. One of the uh, Jedi there. All right. I, I feel like just clock that under. He feels it's boring again, guys. He feels it's boring. He's like, okay. It's boring. Some the worst things boring. about this movie is that a majority is based around our characters standing in these cold, lifeless CG environments spewing bad dialogue. So like all of the environments are cold and lifeless. Kashyyyk is clearly cold and lifeless. Felucia is clearly cold and lifeless. Jedi Temple is cold and lifeless. I mean, it's a plinket point, the CG thing. I remember that one, where he says, like, all of the... He even shows shots of them filming it, right? And it's just Obi-Wan walking in a bunch of blue rooms, and I'm like, okay, but... Endgame is doing that a lot. The fight with Thanos on, um, on Titan, I have to imagine all of that is just a big blue screen. So... <laughs> I want to caution people. I want to be like, you know, the conclusion was met in, in Blinkist videos as to if an actor is behind all these blue screens and they're not able to see what they're supposed to be looking at, th that's bad. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. Um, the idea that they were looking at Josh Brolin with a poster of Thanos on a stick on his back. <laughs> I just feel like it's pretty hard to take seriously, but I guess acting is all about that shit. I don't know. Um, if I'm going after the CGI, I'm not going to call it cold or lifeless, because it's clearly trying to be the exact opposite of that. Got Jesus Mola doesn't know what he's talking about. So just because oh, it's CGI okay. doesn't make it cold and lifeless. I don't know if that's controversial to say. Yeah, yeah. you have to tell me why it's cold and lifeless, because yeah. I ain't feeling it. I d I'm not convinced that it, it's cold and lifeless. I think that if you're going to con... If you are going to... Um, criticize the CGI decisions in these movies, you have a bajillion opportunities to do so. Um, when it comes to Django Fett and the clones and all the stuff that isn't practical but should be, mm -hmm. and it's it gives almost this, this, inst this strange insistence by George that things be CGI when they don't need to be. This is not the... You have examples you can use. You have references. Use to be them, fair, please. Felucia does look a bit dim and cold. Uh, am I crazy? Felucia looks like a big old fantasy forest. I don't have any yeah, sense it of looks, it being cold. Yeah, it looks like 
Yeah. And cold in the sense of like, like uh, you know, not not temperature. Cold, like it it comes across as almost sterile or inhumane or something. Mm. Also, <laughs> Mustafa being cold and lifeless. So I was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> Tell it's that to Anakin. I saw someone say. <laughs> You're so beautiful. I'm gonna have to pause for care, but I agree this exchange is yeah. extremely weird. Yeah, this is <laughs> very this stilted. Is this Pain. is a This is yeah. I'm so in love. No, I'm so in love with you. You're like, stop it. Stop. So love has blinded you. So love has blinded you. Yeah, so it's good. So say to that. I, I, I mean, no, <laughs> no, it's because I'm. How is he able to play all this without uh, getting some kind of copyright? I don't know. I don't know. Gotta be careful. Can't play this whole thing crazy? No. No. I'm so in love with you. I don't want to watch these movies anymore, guys. I want it to be fine. over. The middle chunk. Wow, okay, he he stop. he didn't he didn't play he he played over the bit where she says so love has blinded you. Damn you, that's like really Isn't bad. It? <laughs> Come on. It gets to be yeah. the worst love part. Yeah. The shit cherry on the shit cake. Of this movie makes one giant mistake in my mind. Okay. It splits up Obi Wan and Anakin. No, no, this is the film to do that. The film to not do yeah. that was the first two. Um, mm -hmm. You need if you need Anakin falling to the dark side, you don't need you. You need Obi Wan to be away yeah, from him. Obi Wan away from mm -hmm. him, where he can't observe Anakin directly, scene by scene, moment by moment, and advise and stuff. Like yeah, this is not the one to bring yeah. them together. Which by the way. Another Plinkett point, but I'm pretty sure... I can't remember if Plinkett advocated for them to be together in this movie. I feel like he's malformed it now. Mm. He goes, yeah. Uh, if you're gonna break down Anakin, you need his friend and mentor to be away. In this opening scene, we get to enjoy our main heroes being together. For the first time, out of any of these movies, we actually enjoy watching the main characters. Uh, well, it's almost like they have chemistry or something. Well, I don't... He, he's he's veering on implying that we haven't seen this before when he knows we have with, obviously, the opening of uh, Attack of the Clones. They're together. And they fight together and are together at the end of Attack of the Clones. N not to imply, God forbid, that that's enough, because I think we should have done way more. But he's implying that this is, like, the first time we've done this, but he keeps covering his ass by saying, like, this is the first time it's enjoyable. And we're like, what are you... Enjoyable? What you mean? I can't. Well, I can't work with that. When it happened before. All, all I can say is, well, I I've enjoyed other bits. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see, oof, oof, on point. Stop telling me what I can and can't enjoy. He keeps <laughs> um. He keeps gr bringing us along his journey. He keeps saying we, and it's just like stop it. We. <laughs> and then George just splits them up and has them go on their own adventures. Yeah, it's good that he did that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Yeah, this one makes sense. We've, we've explained it was or it was not. And interestingly, we're responding to you, Mr. Scripted Critic, who hasn't yet explained why it's bad that they split up, and we've already explained why it's good that they split up plot-wise, so waiting for it. And General Grievous is such a weird character to me because I know he only exists so that we can have a cool fight with Obi-Wan in the middle of the movie. The villains in these prequels are just so bad. Darth Maul is cool, Grievous but is he gets- bad because he exists for a fight? Yeah, I was gonna say, you have to do- Thin is the best you can do with the villains in the prequels. Yeah, Saying they're bad. bad. I don't know about bad. 
I don't think he's bad. I want more of him. <clears throat> yeah, most people do. Most people want more of Mole, Grievous, and Dooku. Like, no, uh, how many people have you come across that have said, like, they're so annoying, they're so lame? I mean, lame maybe, but... Belge. I don't know. Uh, it must be the thing with prequel villains is strong premise, but then there's just... They're not around enough, they don't do enough, we don't get enough of them. Yeah, in some I, sense. I, I want more of all of them, yeah, literally. Yeah, they just wanting more, though, which is more than I could say about sequel characters. At least when the Ooh. prequels doesn't give me enough, I'm like, but I want more. When, I when, actually when, do want more of Darth Phasma, Maul and Grievous. When Phasma dies, we're like, oh. <laughs> okay. Well, and then she dies again, we're like, oh. Uh, there she goes again, I guess. I wanted her to die again in the third one, that would be great. Gets kicked out of the movies immediately and doesn't even like have any lines. Count Dooku is probably the worst Star Wars character of all time. What? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, gonna have to halt you there. Gonna have to pull you over. You've just, <laughs> you've just broken the speed limit. You've, both of your taillights are broken. Only one wheel's really working, if you can call it that. The whole car is just fucked. <laughs> you appear to be driving just... a boat. Mark's uh, <laughs> flying on the rims here. There's a there's a giant fish instead of a car. It's there's something wrong. Got to bring you into court for this one. Uh, so before he qualifies oh. this, because you know he will. That's just what he does. Uh, what do you guys think, Cow Dooku? How does he rank in the grand scheme of prequel characters? Where do you put him? I think I think he's pretty high. I think he's pretty high. If it, this, yeah. the, I think. Palpatine's possibly the best. Then Obi-Wan, yeah. maybe. Then we're looking like Anakin, Qui-Gon levels. And then I'd put Count Dooku just below them. I'd kind of put Dooku above Anakin. Uh, I think I do as well. Because what, yeah, what we get of him is more interesting. We just don't get too much of him. Sure. Um, I, I think if there was Anakin the same amount of screen time for Dooku, then Anakin Dooku would definitely come out on top. Um, and Dooku so, gives me less reason to be upset or annoyed. What I like right. about Dooku is thinking of that he's an ex-Jedi. He disagrees with a lot of how the Republic operates. He's still pretty devious, though, and he loves the power that uh, the Sith has offered him. And uh, he's happy to play with people he thinks that are like way less powerful than him. And ultimately, he's betrayed by his master. And it's 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 like the, that's his plot through line, if you will. Would I love some more? Can't go wrong with more Christopher Lee's. Fucking great. Absolutely. Um, but the worst character in the prequels... <laughs> Worse than Jar Jar? Well, he likes Jar Jar, so... <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even make the short list. He doesn't make Worse the long than Dexter list. Jetster? And Mace Windu? You take that back. And Yoda? Jetster. Yeah, surely he thinks Yoda's worse. Didn't he yes. say Yoda was assassinated? Yeah. yeah. I am so confused at this moment. His existence is think. truly baffling to me, and he never develops into a real character. Most importantly, he never becomes a real threat. And then we have. What? Did you not see the end of episode two? He defeats Obi Wan <laughs> and slices off Anakin's and Anakin. arm. Yeah. And then stalemates Yoda. This How? dude's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds what? me of the fucking droid argument. You can't do nothing. Be like, oh, can't he? <laughs> like, okay. Is that he like cannot well? do? Uh, what do I, I? What do we? I don't know. You're wrong. What categorically. Existence is baffling. Why are these okay. your arguments? Why? 
You could be doing other things. That's the exact things. arguments that got him pulled over. Well, that and the fish, but... Uh, yeah, the fish. We have General Grievous, who appears out of nowhere, just so Obi-Wan can fight something in the middle of the movie and we can sell some toys or something. <sighs> That's how you want to see it. Right, yeah. That is an interest. That is certainly an, a way to look at it. And then Palpatine is our main villain, but he barely has any screen time until this movie. If you ask me... I didn't need so, much. It's called The Phantom Menace. <laughs> I don't understand. We got everything we needed. We, need, we had all the scenes we needed with him. I don't understand. We know what he wants. We know how he wants it to happen. He issues orders. I'm... Uh... Oh. Puppeteers, puppets. He said worst character in all of Star Wars. Whoa! Holy Whoa shit. now! Even better. So, um, I got oh, a few counter okay. suggestions. <laughs> I that only creates more follow-ups. Oh boy! All of Star Wars, it's Count Dooku. I I need to like, I want, I just want to sit him down and say like, okay, so so Captain Phasma, right? <laughs> <laughs> now what? No, Just no, like, those movies are good, man. man. Rose Tico, Holdo, Claude, Death Sticks guy, <laughs> Claude. What scissor punch? Guy. Who's, Fucking... the scissor, who's the lobster man? Oh, Thurman Thib, scissor punch. Thib scissor punch. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a Thurman scissor punch is a better character than Count Dooku. <laughs> And then he just randomly jumps to Palpatine's got loads of screen time all of a sudden. Oh. Okay. We should have just had Palpatine and Darth Maul in all three movies. Narratively, it doesn't change very much in the story, and it would have just cemented Maul as a true threatening force. I think it's just too much. Like, so many things to have to keep reaffirming. Like, you never established the... Dooku wasn't threatening. You just established that having Palpatine and Maul throughout the whole trilogy doesn't change much of anything. It's like, of course it changes everything. What do you mean? It's, it, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad change, even. Just that, of course it changes everything. Uh, and just such a simple sort of view on just like, this is fixes it. It's like, oh. He's, he's running my batteries down. Yeah. Yeah. Could just slot into all of the places. Dooku could have been. Is that even what you? But, but that changes. But, but Dooku's motivations are. I mean, I. The different characters. Like, is he? Does he want Maul to just like subsume Dooku's some of Dooku's character traits so he can take those roles? Or, or am I? Like, like he's now simultaneously wanting revenge on the Jedi while also being a political idealist. <laughs> yeah, Darth Maul, the political idealist. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> when he was Jedi Ball, they were like, I don't know, this name. <laughs> if Darth Maul and Obi-Wan actually had this rivalry throughout all of the movies, that would be the cool. I feel like this point was made by the people who suggested fixes for the prequels. I feel like this is not his idea. Yeah. I feel like he's gotten this from somewhere else, I'm afraid. shit ever. I'd probably that care a little bit more. Cool, but, but anyway, why? I'm complaining too much. I should probably talk more about this movie specifically. 
Okay. It's just really hard to reiterate the same problems I've already talked about in length. <laughs> but we're hoping this time that you'll substantiate it. <laughs> yeah. Fingers this crossed. This video, I can only say so many times that the writing is bad, because it is. And it's... <laughs> you, 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 oh my god. That simple. Oh, shit. Do you think Bad he just doesn't all. understand how people get to like this what I mean. two hour long videos? How do you what does he think happens in videos where they like what isn't this what is like we're, we're able to talk it? about like fundamental essay structure at this point. Because hmm. if he wants to call us a rant, go for it. But uh I think he's in the, the essay community, right? You have a thesis, hmm. you open with your uh sort of structure, lay it out, then evidence uh, arguments, conclusion, your standard sort of shit, and it's just but he's just not doing the evidence part, and he's definitely not doing... He's not doing any of it. What am, what am I, I even saying? this gets a passing grade. No. All these movies. I've already proven that. It's not fun to sit and watch no, you this haven't. movie play. <laughs> you've not proven <laughs> You have not proven that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just... You have to keep telling you yourself you've proven really it. You overestimate your ability to make videos. Good job. I have proven that. <laughs> After nothing but declarative statements with no real evidencing them or like a best up. one example at a time and he keeps doing it he's like yeah we all agreed last time just like now that i proved it was not fun <laughs> like then what are we still doing here dude <laughs> and try to prove to us that anakin oh, is totally evil and to prove to us that him and palpatine are friends it leads to this movie having two modes way too rushed or way too slow I feel like I could take so many scenes from this movie and eat Don't don't do it again. Don't tell me things you could do and then don't do. Just don't. Yeah. Either do it or I don't. Don't tell me about how you can. Problems, but how many times have you done to... that in this video? Like in different ways. At <sighs> least why? At least twice. I wanna say it's at least three. Like you you definitely whatever. Why am I even I'm trying to catalogue the amount of times he's fucked up? It's just like it's just the whole video. Either cut them out completely or trim them down. The whole Grievous fight is so stupid, and it's just in the movie to stave off our boredom. Why is it so stupid? Tell me. Why is it? Yeah, tell me why. You're you're doing that thing where you just say something is a thing without explaining it. Guys, I think you're in a harmful relationship with them. I think you need to lower your expectations. <laughs> Yoda on Kashyyyk is just here to give us you. more fan service. And but he has to tell me. He's he not told me he'd tell me. It's he not just me. So, you got you, you, Kashyyyk is one of many planets that are Republic allies that are getting assaulted by the Separatists. Therefore, the Jedi are split as generals across different fights. Yoda goes here because he likes he's got he's got friendly relationships with the Wookies. You can argue that Chewbacca being here is fan service. I would counter. I don't know that anyone gave a fuck. He just stands there. Yeah, and he's barely in the movie, and like, okay, and if he is, does it, it doesn't, like, cause any issues with the logic. I mean, it's Kashyyyk, he'd be here, I'm fine with it, what's the issue? And he's like, the only reason Kashyyyk exists is, is because fan service for Chewbacca, and it's like, wow. So, yeah, so the wall the part of this, the position of Yoda in the storyline, the fact that like the this is part of the betrayal showing that the clones are executing Wookiees. Meaning that like there are certain systems that even Palpatine's gonna wipe out because he knows that they're loyal to Jedi or at least uh, allied with. It's there's so much being achieved and he's like, lol, Chewie. 
How do you not make this argument for TFA? Almost everything it's in that film. <sighs> and beyond that, we just have more characters talking about politics. That's not an argument. God damn it. What was it about yeah. politics that had George so horny? Because it explains how Palpatine became emperor of the space world. Like, that's entirely how he did it was through politics. Yeah, he didn't do it by force. You can't just say politics bad. What are you doing? I don't think I'll ever understand. And George will be the number one guy to tell you that Star Wars is for kids. Come on, man. George because children can't understand the idea of a policy. I got it. Uh, I did too. So. Yeah, I, mean, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got. I remember finding it very interesting when I was young. I was like, it's pretty cool how he did it. But okay. George Lucas, swear to me on your life that you wrote these scenes with children in mind. Will you defer your motion to allow a commission to explore the validity of your accusations? Is he saying the I words are too big? I think you can yeah. get that. Is he, is Sounds like it. A, allowing a commission to happen. Will they let a commission happen? Is he, is he right. saying the words are too big? Is that his point? It's I not politics, it's, it's, the it's the words. I'm pretty sure he is. Words are too big, okay. There you go, guys. Game over. Alright, there you go. So anyway, this movie only really starts being interesting again once they find out that Palpatine is a Sith Lord. A I Sith know. Lord? But even with this knowledge, the movie still has a distinct lack of energy. We must move quickly if the Jedi Order is to survive. Whoa, guys, slow down. My heart's racing. He's going to his vehicle. He's on his way to go and do something. I guess he didn't sprint. I actually do like slower scenes like this, where it's just Anakin realizing that he's gonna risk it all and interfere with Palpatine's arrest. It's just him wordlessly going through this problem, and for once, it's the movie showing... Is that what he's thinking at that yes, sir. ...subtlety. Oh. The one thing I've craved this whole time. But honestly, it is too little, too late. That sounds, this is... it sounds like you'd be bored with subtlety. I was gonna say, yeah. I thought he was constantly like advocating for... Because you'd be bored. He needs everything to be explicit. Yeah. So he appreciates that they fly now scene for Christ's sake. <laughs> Halfway through the last movie and we finally have a scene where our main protagonist is showing his as opposed to our other secondary protagonist. I suppose you could argue that is Obi-Wan. He's a deuteragonist to a degree. Fine. I'm just <laughs> I'm clearly in bad faith now because this video sucks. <laughs> internal conflict in a realistic and believable way keep in mind that this internal conflict is the entire reason these prequels exist and now with very little believable internal conflict we get anakin just deciding on a whim that he is going to murder everyone he knows and loves and this is the main problem with this movie the whole purpose of this movie is to show his turn to the dark side but that should have been the point of all of these movies, not just this one. His conflict- I have to pull- What do you think one, the Tusken Raider scene was? Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you think that was? Like, why does he do this? Like, this is a point that we just made earlier about what we feel about all this. You can easily make this point. Instead, he says, like, only Revenge of the Sith has any tisms to do with Anakin's fall to the dark side. It's like, uh-huh. Except the first one establishing how it can happen. The second one actually having that happen, and then the third one as a, as a sort of 
uh, not a complete turn, but dramatic fucking scene as to parts of him that are erupting. And then the third film is the complete transfer. Mm. I mean, this is the thing, like, how can you make these statements? What the fuck? Like, doesn't exist at all in episode one, and it's not connected to the plot of episode two. That was interestingly worded, wasn't it? Village and because of Shmi, his mother, his mother was in the first film. If you remember, but doing Sirag's plot-wise, Shmi's death doesn't necessarily affect anything to do with Palpatine getting kidnapped or turning into a Sith Lord. Therefore, it doesn't count. Oh, okay. don't don't follow that at all. Also, the first one again, I, I don't they know if line I could out. If I wanted to, I just I don't care if it matches the plot or not. The point is to show what he's capable of as a person. This is, out of vengeance for what they did to his mum, he killed all of them. Argue that direction, how it's handled later and prior, but... Well, that's the thing, it sets a precedent happen. that he's willing to kill children, yeah. um, but it's not the same motivation in the third one, right? Like, this one is out of vengeance, that one's out of uh, desperation. Hmm. Doesn't even. Ah, never mind. Just but to doesn't say even that, look like desperation. Just well, what I mean is desperation to save Padme. Yeah, but like, would you agree with me if I said like, it doesn't read that way when I'm when I'm looking at what? What do you mean? Like just before he kills them all, he's like sad. When he when he's marching in, and then when he's you know besieging the Jedi Temple, and then goes and kills the younglings. I don't I don't see any desperation in him. Maybe that's just me. What would you describe his? Uh, he looks very resolute. Hmm. I think he's he comes the, across as pretty and, significantly yeah, conflicted. Couple, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd have to I check that face in those scenes again because I I don't know. In my head, he's like almost seems reluctant, which couldn't coexist with resolute, I suppose. Uh. Also, interestingly, when he's killing all of the um the separatists, he doesn't even seem at peace. You know, like with what he's doing, doesn't he even like drop a tear after he's done all of that. Like when he's he's like standing on some kind of balcony in Mustafar, makes a so. grumpy face. But yeah, there's this stuff, this stuff in there for sure. Yeah. If you remove his conflict from that story, it doesn't change anything. So as a result, it leads to this movie feeling rushed. It leads to a turn to the dark side that's not satisfying to watch, because this is the first real movie where we've watched it happen. And now at the end of the movie, we have the last of the dumb shit. The final battle in this movie is pretty important for these characters, but the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin is too long. I believe that is a plinket point. Uh, not to mention, it is. it's other people's points too. I'm not going to say it's not. I don't think it's, well, I don't but think it's, it's like, too long. I, I noticed that he, when he makes a plinket point, then he does his homework. And that bugs the hell out of me. Does he? Does I think he? a lot of them are carbon oh, yeah. copies, like, superficially. Just about, yeah, that's the thing though. It's like he's taking Plinkett's homework and presenting it as his own. Sometimes he doesn't do that though. Uh, like, 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 let's say for example, like when he was talking about how Obi-Wan and Anakin should have swapped places when it came to dealing with the robot and the worms and shit like that, all of a sudden, oh, now he's using he's using clips to prove his points and everything like that. Oh, so he, he used several doing the to work. make a Plinket point. Yeah, that's several making a Plinket point, but Plinket already did that. So it's like, oh, so now whenever you're using Plinket's points, then you're using the clips to... I was going to say, he didn't even explain 
like why that was the case. He just said that should have been the case. The, well, they, they the, well, then he referenced like when Obi Wan had said, "Patience, use the Force." At the end. Yeah, but so there's more references like, oh. to Obi-Wan being reckless in the prequels than there are to him being careful. Mm -hmm. So, like, if someone well, like was said, to say it's out of character clips. for him to be uh, reckless, I would disagree. But if you were to say, like, he's hypocritical for arguing that you should be careful, I'd just be like, wow, he's a teacher. He's probably just trying to say, be fucking careful, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, but the point I'm making is that he used more clips based on, like, whenever he makes a point, he'll use clips that Plinkett has used before. So yeah, he's exactly. using homework from other people, is basically what I'm saying. Oh, so you're saying that when he makes points of his own, they're sort of lazily just, like, relatively... Yeah, whenever he makes points of his own, he's like, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I can't even describe it. Oh, I just don't even <laughs> know how to say it. It's like, really, dude? <laughs> hey, Jay, did you have a good sleep? Yes, maybe. Okay. Wait, I forgot I had push to talk on. Yes, I did. Thank you. We're, Thank uh, you we've got three minutes of the video left. Yep. Yeah, super oh, I forgot again. Go. I forgot again. I was replying. Uh, I was like, "All oh, right, the thing." Uh, I'm. I've just woken up. I like. I. I've not got dressed or anything. Like, I just put on pajamas, and and came and and joined the call because I'm obedient. Pajamas. Pajamas. If you must know, it's just a big onesie. Why well, didn't have to? Really? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jay. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's just that, you know, onesies, you wear a onesie you, once you get bed? past the age of five, you're usually done wearing onesies. Oh, no, no, I didn't wear it too bad. It would be way too warm for that. I found it. Like, I, I, I found it. I woke up. I was like, okay, I need to put something <laughs> you on. Better I, not. I usually, the story thickens. This is my. <laughs> I, this makes it I worse. Would it, but it's too warm to sleep in something like this at the moment because it's fucking like it's warm. Like I wouldn't. Want you just had a spare onesie laying around. I don't wear. I the fact I that I own something doesn't mean that I have to wear every night. You, also, you wearing it once is time. enough. <laughs> you wore it that you're wearing it now. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> you can take it off if you like. <laughs> yes. You you do you. It's your it's your it's your house. It's your onesie. Be it far from me to get between a man and his onesie, a grown man <laughs> and his onesie. Anyway, I and I shouldn't even. Oh, you get, you're just jealous. Him saying oh, it's long, by the no, way. Oh no. You gotta qualify it by pointing out things that are unnecessary or things that have been repeated. You know what I mean? Like we've been through this before. He just says it's long. It's like not good enough. Just because a bunch of people have agreed previously that it's long, that's not good enough. You gotta do better than that. Try harder. Work. Apply yourself. Apply Red yourself. Cross. Yeah. Apply yourself. Trying to watch because this is the first real movie where we've watched it happen. And now at the end of the movie, we have the last of the dumb shit. The final battle in this movie is pretty important for these characters, but the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin is too long. And I shouldn't even have to explain why God, I don't like this fight. This is voice a... again. I shouldn't have to explain. Please stop saying this. I shouldn't have to explain. And what job? What are you here for? The entire pretense about this whole thing you do. I shouldn't explain. have to do yeah. my job. The whole point is that you explain, yeah. 
fight between two characters that I don't want to see in a fight scene. But I'd honestly probably hate it less if it didn't end in a ridiculous way. Yoda doesn't even really lose. They Hadoken each other and he kind of just gets knocked down and then he's like, it is over. I have failed. Clones are coming in. He doesn't have his lightsaber. Um, yeah, and then the counter to that is, could he not sense where his lightsaber is and with the clone something that could stop Yoda? It's just like, I don't know, it's riskier. There's... If he's seen, I guess. I, I can see it both ways. Yeah, there's room. There's room there to wiggle in terms of both sides of the argument, I'd say. I think the sure better issue would be to say once he goes from the speeder to instantly saying into exile, I have to go. It's weird. <laughs> well, now, whoa, 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 let's let's, well, let's ramp ourselves over. up to that. Yeah, like leaving this immediate fight. Yeah, sure, I'm I'm fine with that. If you want to like regroup or gather up Jedi or something, right? You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to exile. Like, oh, Yoda right. of all people, not taking like the hail mary, do or die, kill Palpatine right here or die trying kind of thing. I can see that. Yeah. He's in the speeder and something. It's like, nah, nah, I guess it's over. Hmm. Yeah, I would have liked I more... Um, I'm motivated. I, um... I would have liked more discussion between Yoda and whoever else to explain the, the, the idea behind all of it. It's like, I want to go into exile because it's better now that we regroup or something. I don't know. Something? Just... <sighs> something. I don't know. I almost want to see him like in a moment of desperation, like, try and go for it, then he, like, stops, centers himself, reconsiders, starts thinking clearly, and comes up with something else, and decides, nah, probably don't have a good shot, and leaves. Something like that. Or you could literally just go with, it's better we survive than, um, risk losing everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that? You see, that feels, that feels way within his character. And this is the thing, I think some people will be like, well, that's clearly what his thinking was and just be like I, don't know, I just would have liked him to say it i guess <laughs> to just be a little more clear that that's what he's thinking well, maybe in some way yeah maybe i wouldn't have to infer i mean i'm not against inference it. i just i feel like this one's important to get yeah this is a big clear one. and you could just have dialogue that implies that rather than it being explicitly stated. yeah we can we can write it so it's more subtle as long as there's enough to point us to it yeah, he doesn't um, have to say it to himself either. He could say it to a character in passing a later scene. He says, into exile, I must go failed, I have. And it's almost like, wait, you're going into exile because you failed? Is that what you're saying? Like, it's his time on the naughty step. Yeah, like, he's like, I fucked up. I deserve to go to a swamp. <laughs> like, aww. Yeah, chat <laughs> said Yoda like giving up. Chat said Yoda should have said, I am all the Jedi. Well, see, this is the thing for Yoda. That was oh, his Jedi mistake. I am. If only Yoda had channeled with all of the past Jedi, he would have been able to defeat Palpatine. Yeah, because they're pretty the freshly dead. So, yeah. He also only brought. He also only brought one lightsaber. <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Cool. Time to go into exile. Around. What the fuck? You didn't even try. Why is? Didn't even try. I think he gave it a pretty good shot. Yeah, he, yeah, he tried. Yeah. The thing is that he went straight from that to questionably too quickly into giving up. He he took quite a hit. He went foot pang and foot pow onto the floor. He was like ouchies, ouchie, ouchies. Yep. Yeah, he said that. I remember. I think I think it's silly to say he could have tried when I'm pretty sure when he was uh, attacking Sidious in many different ways that would be a. Yeah, I, I'm gonna Funny call that he tried. That's that's me. That's yeah, my opinion. Quite a few tries. My opinion. My opinion. Is this movie so obsessed like with just bringing walk, every element? How would you? What are you, Yoda? Yeah. 
Oh, nice. Back to where we expect it to be for the status quo of the original trilogy to be intact. If Yoda tried to win, but then failed and was like, okay, well, Obi-Wan and I will keep trying. Better luck next time. I wouldn't even fucking question it. I wouldn't have left the theater like, hey, what the fuck? He didn't go into exile. There's still 19 years of story development between these two movies. This is a Plinkett point, for sure. Plinkett said, again, and it's an interesting thing about, it's like, George connects these two, episode three and four, pretty much one-to-one, -one, as if it could have taken place the next day, instead of the 19-year gap. Um, but that's not necessarily a problem. That's just like, okay, interesting that you line it all up, but that's fine. And I think it creates problems in the OT implication. How so? In that, like, I'm trying to think of specific references. Just the way the Jedi, the Republic, and things like that are talked about in the OT makes uh, the Jedi and all of that seem like much more of a distant memory than it turns out to be in the PT, if that makes sense. They yeah. do... They have all this time to control the narrative, though. They can do whatever they want, being the Empire, I suppose. They, they can make it so that all of the knowledge of the Jedi is purged and anybody who talks about them is, let's say, given a thought crime letter. <laughs> like you... Man, you'd think that that would be referenced, though, if that was... Um... Yeah, you, you get it from Obi-Wan as well, that they seem very distant when Obi-Wan is talking about them. A thousand generations. Plus, plus, you've got like the Imperial officers who, officers who would have had this will happen within their lifetime who don't know that it happened. Yeah, there's uh, more work would need to be done to be able to justify it if it was just 19 years ago. Um, like I said, though, the benefit they have is that the Empire is in control of, you know, history's written written by the Tisms, whatever. It's more understandable between the prequels and the. OT, but there's no excuse between the OT and the sequels. And the sequels. Just, yeah, because the First Order like... aren't even in power that whole time. The good guys are. It's like, apparently they didn't even... Skywalker was a myth. Like, bitch, what the fuck? How? <sighs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think I would agree with that, that more work should have been done to account for everyone's attitude toward Jedi, Sith, Force, etc. I mean, only Ray thought that they were a myth. Maybe the film is just telling us that she's <laughs> cheated. Only a Palpatine would think that the Jedi are a myth. It all makes sense. Like if a, like if a movie set in the real world popped up and you had a character show up, it's like, dogs, are they real? And you'd be I like, oh, to... I get what this film is telling us about this character. They are. Uh, don't know dogs are real. Can we really prove yeah, it? Yeah, they're they're an, they're an interesting. A story the Jedi would tell you. Woof. Woof. Mind if you left some threads open? They shouldn't have just given up after this one attempt. If they both went in to kill Palpatine after this, they probably would have won. That makes the conclusion really weak and unsatisfying. It is a conclusion that makes our heroes seem decidedly unheroic because they just. Wouldn't it be much harder what? harder to get to Palpatine again after this? I feel so, and not to mention that, like, the idea that they're taking care of these children and trying to save what's left of the Jedi Order, essentially. It's mm. like, wow, how unheroic. It's like, oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of implied that they, that Yoda maybe does a little bit to help some find some Jedi. Well, I'm just talking about the, the message kind of... they put in, right? Where they were like, 
trying to send every Jedi to get away from Coruscant because of the trap. Back talk drop. Uh, they do a Easy couple time. things. They make a couple decisions. They're like, "Hey, good, good on you guys." Like, like Obi Wan slicing Anakin in twain. That was the uh, good stuff. And mm. letting him burn and taking his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and choosing not to kill him when you know he stands there looking at him for a moment. You're like, "Eh, do I do it?" <laughs> Nah. 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 I, I guarantee you he thought to himself he's gonna die it'll be fine he'll be dead fine <laughs> even from slowly that, and painfully like, you're gonna leave but... your friend to just melt well he's an ass yep. <laughs> yeah he was mean Obi-Wan's like you killed Mace Windu <laughs> he was cool you bastard how could you he was gonna do yeah, all kinds of stuff lightsaber <laughs> Jar Jar wouldn't have done that. No. Jar, no. He's a hero. He's a true hero. Jar Jar wouldn't have taken the high ground. I would have loved if they'd shown Obi-Wan going into exile, Yoda going into exile, and then Jar Jar going into exile. <laughs> 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 Jar Jar's like, it's my time. We fail. The final yeah, fight is to, as a whole, I think it's kind of... The final fight is between Anakin and Jar Jar. Oh, uh, Jar Jar doesn't have a lightsaber, obviously. Honey, so, no. uh, but, uh, Jar Jar just like brutally beats the shit out of him with his fists. Pulls out the Gungan <laughs> shield and just... You so was the chosen one. <laughs> you so was the chosen one, Annie. You fuck. And he's, he's talking in his little cutesy voice while brutally just pummeling like a, an already down Anakin. <laughs> he's just... Pounding his face into pulp with saying stupid lines, like you know, grabbing grabbing him by the head and like smashing his head into the rocks. And he's like, "You're so much the chosen one." Hard to say any more about this movie that I didn't already cover in the other reviews because I don't think it's fair to judge these three movies individually. You have to look at them as a unified what? picture because what? that was what George intended. Okay, you can do that. Which you is can why also he released judge them, them individually. Individually. Why can't you judge them individually and as a prequel trilogy? What the fuck? Yeah. So while this I mean, movie isn't the worst movie. out of all of them, I still can't forgive it too much. It okay. How do you feel, Revenge of the Sith? Uh Cosmetal Variety Hour doesn't forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> still has bad pacing, a up. stupid if understandable storyline, and more of the George Lucas brand bad dialogue. Don't make me kill you. Five out of ten. And don't make me kill you. I don't know. I don't know if that's is that line on its own. I, if, yeah, I feel you like I would. I would have gone with the from my from my perspective, the yeah. Jedi. I always. I don't think it's "Don't make me kill you" is a is a line that bothers me on its own. It's in response to what does what does Obi Wan say? Something like um. I'll do what I must. No, because Anakin says, says it as a response to something that I, f I remember feeling like, why why was that what you said to what Obi-Wan said? Fuck, I'm going to have to check the, the script. Let's, let's do it. I mean, it was delivered kind of painfully. Yeah, the delivery made that painful, and I'm assuming that was George di directing. Yeah, so Hayden. you got... Don't lecture me, Obi-Wan. I see through the lies of the Jedi. I do not fear the dark side as you do. I have brought peace, justice, freedom, and security <laughs> to my new empire. And then Obi-Wan goes, Your new empire? 
And then he goes, don't make me kill you. <laughs> it's like, I always found it as, as such a... Is that your Welsh accent? I just, no. I just, like, the, the, I just To me, I'm like, Obi-Wan is like, wait, what? Empire? What? And then Anakin's just jumping toward, I'm gonna fucking kill you, mate. <laughs> you're, you're annoying me now. If you phrase it like that, it would so Don't like your like, Your empire, mother's bitch. What? Excuse had, me. Um, if you had, you know, him, him saying, I want to bring this to my new empire, and then everyone says, uh, Empire? What? And then Anakin is like, I'm going to fucking kill you, mate. Yeah. That's... I would have I would prefer yeah. that. Well, it just, it's, it it's like, when he, when he says, like, I see through the lies, don't feel the dark side, and I've set up something that's great, he's like, it's a full argument for why everything's going pretty well. Then Obi-Wan is like, Questioning one part of it, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you now." It's like, "What? Whoa! You jump! You just—it feels like a jump to me." That's all. All you, all you need to do is just generate maybe one or two lines where Obi Wan is like, "You're delusional. It's not your empire. It's Palpatine's." And Anakin is like, "No." <laughs> Obi Wan's no, like, uh, "Yeah." Said, said we we're gonna go get chicken nuggets and everything. You delusional. You delusional of day. Anyway, let's... Misa think that Yusa are gonna have a bad time. Also, he gave this a 5 out of 10. What did he give Tross? Does anyone... Can anyone go find that out? Jay, go find that out. Pretty sure it was like... It was like 3 out of 10 for each. So, so I'm gonna go find that out. You need to know that I, I, I agreed to that. Mm -hmm. Improvement, but not enough of an improvement. So that was it. The roughest patch in all of Star Wars. Oh. The worst of it is over. And I decided no, a long time ago. No, the worst is yet ago, to come. Before mm -hmm. the new movies came out, that we would never see a Star Wars movie as good as A New Hope. And similarly, we would never see a Star Wars movie as bad as Episode One. And for a while, I thought I was right. I thought, if anything, these new Disney movies would be safe and inoffensive. Why did he show a shot of this when he said inoffensive? Yeah. And I have never been more wrong in my entire life. Okay. I mean, I... We did it! We that he is wrong. We gotta get that last 25 seconds, okay? We gotta do this. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> we did it! No, we need them. I'm gonna mute it in case that song is copyrighted because I don't even know. But I like dancing Darth Maul, that's cool. He's a, see, this is why Darth Maul is the best character in Star Wars. Yeah, man. Look at that guy. Look at him go. Like Darth Maul. He has so little. That's the thing about, like, when we're talking about the villains. People like these characters. <laughs> we get so little about them. They have so few lines, no motivations, really. No, nothing personal about them. We just want to see more of them because they're nifty and they're cool and they get our imaginations working. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, so the fact that you want to know, see more of them says something. Give Tierra a six. That's more than. Oh my half. no! Come on! Wow. Oh no! He rates that. Wow! Oh. How he justifies that. I also don't want to uh. know. Let's watch it all like, now. No, <laughs> people, people are gonna be like, "Oh, do his no. one for the OT. Do his one for." The... It's like, do you see how painful that was? <laughs> yeah, it was that horrible. Was that was no densely packed with me. that. Like this is seriously. That was like what nine hours of an adventure. You can crop that probably to like, I'd say six significant hours of just 
absorbing his channel. Oh. I don't, I don't, I'm not kidding when I say in Super Chat, I'm like, yeah, I dislike like 95% of YouTubers. <laughs> it's like some of this stuff. <laughs> rough, rough boy. Or at least the, you know, the content they make. Because like this shit, this is, this is what I was dealing with for so long where I was like, oh, I want to make my own stuff. This sucks. <laughs> I can't. It's like, if I see someone be like, oh yeah, Intercell is bad, then they start saying it's boring and poorly paced. I'm like, no, 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 you could do better than this. <laughs> All right. Pulley paste, pulley paste, boring, politics bad, taxes, taxes, everybody, taxes! Taxes, taxes. And yeah, the shame of it being that this is caused by Plinkit, technically? Even though Plinkit made his videos, what, I want to say like a decade ago now, I don't know how long. And uh, this is just like oh, a man, poor, yeah. this is like a poor imitation. And he gets rewarded for this hardcore. Not only does he think it's his best video, it's got nearly, well, 1.5 million views, because we can call it that. That was terrible. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> One of the top comments is Palpatine being captured off screen is bad. Imagine him coming back to life off screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ. Ooh, that would be super bad. That would be uh unacceptable. You would really have to explain your score really hard then. It's treason then. <sighs> well, that happened. Yeah. It did. Um I suppose that that brings us to the end of the uh, the, the reactionary part of, of the stream, and um, unfortunately, so what I've been randomly disappearing for is trying to solve a problem, and uh, I really need to deal with it, unfortunately. So I was like, I'll get to the end of this video, and then and then probably call it there, which I really don't want to do, because Rags and I already have uh, an EFAP and a small stream's worth of Super Chats to respond to, as well as the ones from this stream. Which means we're gonna have to do a, a, a super chat stream probably early next week or just next week in general and it's probably going to be uh for a while i didn't i mean i'm not gonna say i didn't expect this to go this long because it's a 40 minute video and i had all the preamble so i should have known i say 40 it's 45 it's important i mentioned that five because that's like a whole extra hour uh yeah. so um but i think i think i think it went well i think we made our points clear I think if anybody yeah. found that video to be frustrating, there's some catharsis in the stream, and hopefully our position on him as a, as a creator is pretty clear, though I would happily have him on EFAP and talk to him about movie criticism, because I'm sure he would love to, after the many times I have offered him and he's declined, like, it, it was totally gonna happen. But again, that's not, that's not me being like, oh my god, desperately, please come on this show. I just don't, I just would rather it not be looked at as some kind of, like, I hate him. I don't, I just think his videos aren't very good, okay? Yeah. Don't, uh, don't, don't let us making fun of your voice, uh, sir. We would love to have you on. Um, be nice to him, everybody. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if if Ugh, if you see him on bad. Twitter being like those fuckers made another ten hour video because they're obsessed with Star Wars and and ripping apart other people's feelings, just be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. if you want to check it out, go for it. If you'd rather just pretend that we're all insane, go for it. Be polite. Be polite. Respectful, and then end all your comments being polite and respectful. Yeah, Molar Army. More hashtag Molar Army. 
We're gonna fuck up <laughs> Patrick Willems, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because people are going to start saying it unironically. I knew that was possible. That was going to be a possibility. It's so absurd. Oh, people want to absorb it. It's like hashtag Mulrab is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, hopefully everybody had fun. Links are all in the description for different people's channels. I will add Theo's in there as well as Das bullshits. Oh, um, there's nothing on there. Shut up. It will eventually be. <laughs> tell, tell him it's coming. Um. Is, but, uh. Like I said, me and Rags will get to the, the Super Chats absolutely. Uh, it'll be a long one, but it'll be a mini still, because that's apparently how the format must work, okay? We had fun. Uh, thank you very much for all the very kind donations, the fun little memes we had in between the things. I'll try and collect them up for another time as well, and um, I suppose we'll see you next Saturday. Is uh, We've already got what that's, that's planned to be. You'll, you'll see it. It's going to be fun. Another funny fab. It will not be a prequel arc, EFAP. We'll have more of that to come, though. And I believe I am on Critical Drinker's stream tomorrow. I'm going to be talking some Terminator, if you want to catch me there. I think I'll be there. And other than that, videos are on the way from Rags and I. And there's no point in talking about Jay's, because no one cares about his. Right, Jay? Who's? My what, what? sorry? <laughs> so anyway, that'll be about that. Thank you all for, uh, for watching. Anna, yeah, we did it. If there's anything else anybody wants to say before we uh, we kick off? Hmm. That was a bad video, but the prequels are worse. The prequels no, are I don't, bad. I don't, I don't think so. Bad. I think the prequels are better than that no, video. No, the prequels are definitely better. <laughs> it's not even close. Prequels are better. You misspoke. Than I understand. But, yeah, both are terrible. That video was like a one out of ten. What if we had nine good Star Wars films? <sighs> good night, everybody. 